I already got coffee, so that's fine. Well, I don't know what I meant. What do you want me to like start again or say <laughs> whatever from the top? From the top. Oh my bad. <laughs> whatever you want. Uh, we need. Yeah. I'm just, the problem is now I'm just I feel like I don't want to just repeat the same stuff I was talking about. Well, now it's live. <laughs> Well, I was just all I was saying to these fellows is that the time travel in the end game doesn't make sense, and everybody's going to tell me that I don't understand it. But the problem is that I do. That's why I'm having such a big issue right now because <laughs> I'm trying to understand it. <laughs> you can't because the I don't even think that the the film itself understands what it's saying. I just want to go over this quote again, and I, I want you guys to tell me what you think is wrong with this statement. If you travel to the past, that past becomes your future, and your former present becomes the past, which can't now be changed by your new future. What do you think he's trying to say when when Bruce says this? That um, where you were, so like you know, post snap, five year plus world, that'll never be able to be changed because it's in stone. That's not how time travel works. When you time travel, what you change just becomes a different dimension or, or world. I don't think they use the word dimension ever, do they? Hey. Uh, what they do at the end of the film, the, at the end of the movie, uh, Bruce says, now you got to put these stones back where they came from, otherwise you're going to open up a bunch of nasty alternative branches. So the film believes that simply removing the stones creates the alternate branches. But the okay, funny bro, thing is, is like, I don't think even the film itself realizes what it's saying. The reason why those branches open up is because the stones can't be used to do certain things. That's that's what that's what uh, uh, Tilda Swinton says. It's like, well, we can't use the stones like beat Dormammu. She doesn't say it exactly, but that's what she means. So it's like, oh, so it's it's not it's not simply that the stone doesn't exist. It's that the stone would be used by somebody, and when they want to use it, they can't because it won't exist. So like, it, it is cause and effect. It means that regardless of whether you took the stones out, you guys have already caused a lot of problems by letting Loki escape and by, you know fighting that, captain america is that specifically why didn't she say that specifically like if she meant we won't have the stones to defend ourselves against threats why didn't she say that instead of the lack of stones create dark branches or whatever like it seems a little bit vaguer the, than it needs to be well it, it is vague but uh, i think the reason why they do it is so that the, the the film's excuses see they haven't done anything wrong they haven't created a bunch of nasty alternative branches because they put the stones back where they came from which funny thing they can't because the tesseract is gone it's been destroyed oh so yeah just oh my god <laughs> so when they go back in time they're gonna put a space stone in that little box thing where the tesseract was and that's gonna <laughs> change the future because well everything that the Tesseract has used has been a cube related. I would say it's uh, worth mentioning okay. too that when she's like, our universe needs our stones back because we need them to, you know, defend ourselves, and then Hulk's just like, oh, all of ours are destroyed. Um, do, do you think we'll be okay? And she's like, sure. <laughs> like, you guys will be fine. You guys will be fine if you ever need to, like, rewind time by a minute. To yeah, please don't come back to our one. universe every time you need them. Try other ones. It's like, I guess that's how it works, right? Every time you go back, you start a new one, so. All those universes yeah. of billions of trillions of people are just, well, the idea yeah, like, that the stones no, can be destroyed and then it's What's fine. That? The idea that the stones can be destroyed and then it's just fine because they still exist as atoms in the universe is just weird. That's, <laughs> that's laughable. That's, that's not how that's, atoms that's, work. That's, 
that's out of the movie as well, so I don't even that's think like I a, care yeah. that they said that. Isn't that like a, a, an attempt at a justification? It's like, they can't be destroyed, they are atoms, and it's just like, yeah. okay, so what does it mean to be destroyed? <laughs> Question. <laughs> <laughs> well, matter hey, can't be free, created free or free destroyed, so that's true. Yeah. No one's ever really gone. Yeah. I have a I have a question regarding your mm -hmm. regarding your the quote right. I think the what the movie was going for at least that that was what I thought was that if Steve Rogers somehow manages to get back to that exact moment in time where they took the stones and they'll they'll pretend like it doesn't happen. I think that's what they were going for, but it contradicts itself because of what Bruce Banner said, right? I, this, I'm understanding that correctly, or well, what? Here's here's a question I have, right? So mm. when Captain America travels back to the moment that he took, like, the Mind Stone got taken away, was Captain mm -hmm. America, old Captain America, doing search and rescue, or was he lying knocked out in a bunch of glass in the middle of Stark Tower? <laughs> which yeah, one um, is it? Like, what happened? You know what I mean? <laughs> what which, which is yeah. kind of what uh, Fringe just mentioned. Like, so, so, for example, from the Ancient One's perspective, Hulk leaves, and then, like, second later, Cap pops in, and he's like, hey, here's your stone back. And she's like, oh, that's great. Yeah. So the timeline doesn't change at all. It's like, okay, but that doesn't apply to so many other elements like that they fucked yeah, with. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. Loki's gone. Loki fucked yeah, off. Yeah, Loki. He put it away. All he of the stuff guess, to do with the Tesseract been... is strange. Yeah. Even the Mind Stone stuff is going to be really strange, because they took it out of the, yeah. the Scepter again. So Age of Ultron can't happen. Not yeah. not as it happened. Yeah, it has to happen oh differently. Oh my god, hold on. I need to write this down. <laughs> 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 Is it all that bad that Age of Ultron didn't happen? <laughs> hey, look, yeah. maybe we can alter it and it ends up being better. Oh, fuck. I don't even know where to put this shit. It's like my notes are exploding. Still talking about Endgame, huh? Hey, he's making a video on it, guys, right? He's got to collect all them references up. Where's the space stone? I need more paper. <laughs> so. And also, Cap doesn't take the... Cap doesn't take the scepter back in time. He just takes the mind stone. Yeah, it's just yeah. the stone. He's gonna hand that back to what? Hydra? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense what? at all, does it? Yeah. He goes, oh, here you go, guys. You can't. These are killer arguments. This yeah, cause, it's cause over. Cap, I like. I picture Cap being like, right, my little laundry list of places I gotta go, people, things I gotta fix, and he's like, give stone to Hydra. He's like, how about I? I don't know that I should do that. Like, I feel like the timeline's better off. If I just give this to the Avengers. Yeah. No, Cap, I guess... you have to do it just so you well, found if... it, or else the time-space continuum will be altered. And I was gonna say, if you want to make that argument, then he can't fix plenty of things. <laughs> like, plenty of things are still fucked, it's so... Over. You have to let 9-11 happen in all those universes, Captain America. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you have to. Oh, man. A certain one of the deleted yeah, scenes on the... The special edition disc. I think that's my biggest... I think I missed that one. Well, because he went back in time, I right? Um, we, I think there's a meme video about this, but it's like on the news, and then Peggy is like, "You knew about this?" And he's like, "Uh, I mean, of course I did. <laughs> I ha I can't change these things, Peggy. Like, I, I'm not allowed. I, I know about I know about Waco and 9/11 and all that stuff. Trust me, Peggy. It's better this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's my biggest problem with Endgame is that Cap didn't have to go out like that. Like, 
Oh, well, I think it's pretty catastrophic. Um, not only does that scene destroy the time travel, because well, I think like, that's... up, until, up yeah. until that point, you could have assumed that they were going to alternate timelines, but Cap went back in time and grew up old in the same timeline. So, like, the film yeah. doesn't know what the hell it's doing. And I don't think Captain America would uh, abandon the Avengers. How is that even possible? Yeah, exactly. By him going back, he would branch another timeline. He wouldn't be able to be in the other the same one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, that was here this whole time. Well, that's if if the rules work the way that they should. If they, but that's the problem. Oh, the time is, travel expert over here. Oh, good. Yeah, all right. Well, Bye. yeah, <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to getting all those comments. <laughs> I've worked so hard to try and understand this movie, but it won't let me understand it. Are <laughs> you going to include thing. the Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff about how I guess, like, a Captain America is just not. Present? It doesn't give it, well, yeah, I don't know if you're going to involve. You, I'm assuming you stop at Endgame. You're not like including stuff post Endgame. Uh, yeah, I think the problem is because by the time this video is out, Loki might be coming out, and it seems like Loki is directly addressing this stuff. But I don't think that that should matter because uh, this is what the film's explanations are, and they can't make sense no matter what Loki says. You know, how does Loki account for the fact that the Tesseract and the Mind Stone have been destroyed? How does Loki account for Cap growing up old in his own timeline? I don't, I don't think, I don't he think visit, they're going to make up new characters and new magic so that he can use his new magic to make yeah, the probably. stones back. What's the thing? <laughs> like nowadays, God. it's like Vision coming back and stuff like that. You just, there's Vision. nothing's off the table. Yeah, I think. I, that's going to be one of the uh, the comments like towards the end of the video is just you know I I feel like Endgame is a clear example of a film which can't allow itself to like it it's it's a film that's supposed to be the finale to a series which won't be allowed to end and you can see why you can see that in this film oh uh, we got to find a way to get Loki back into the picture we got to find a way to get Gamora back into the picture um, Vision was okay at that time but. It didn't take them long to bring him back, too. So the only person who died and is still dead is Heimdall. Like, yeah, and it almost <laughs> feels as though like they're they're big enough now that they know they don't have to care anymore. Like they can just make whatever they want. But I guess it's amusing because people. It seems like a lot of people think that things are really awesome <clears throat> at the moment. I don't get it. Imagine yeah, if Loki shows up with yeah. like a neck brace on. Like one of those cones, like they put on dogs to stop them from licking their balls or whatever. Like after, like <laughs> I think every dog after Thanos lick broke his, his neck, right? Too. Yeah, yes. because it's because they're salty, by the way. <laughs> curious. Um. So anyway, hello, welcome to Efa One Three Three. Uh, we we you know it would have been probably last week if not for other things happening, but maybe some rumblings have been made on the internet about this extra credits video that got released, just like <laughs> last time. Was it like a year ago that they did the other stupid one, or was that longer? Feels I think like it's longer than a year was... ago now. Let me, let, let me take a look. I'm pretty sure that video over... has half a million dislikes. I think they do this, like, every around every year, because they've had several videos <laughs> that are just like, what are you talking about? They're no, masochists. Yeah. It's they're about just, two years ago. They're just like, we're still here, by the way. Let us make this super stupid video that makes no sense. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm really glad we're, we're, we're going through this because I watched it and I have still no idea what they're trying to say. Like, I'm so confused by this video. It's just this inexorable impulse to say something stupid and, you know, they got to let it out every now and then. Yeah. Funnily enough, I've discussed the, we can the clear things up. topic a couple of times with different people before the extra credits video even came out. The, the concepts... Um, 
what what they're probably going for. I know that they fumble it, um, and it's in Evil the thumbnail yes. for this very video, how they thought that they fumble immensely, it immensely, immensely fumble <laughs> it. Because <laughs> um, yeah, it's another one of those ones where everyone disliked that. Like, it was like, <laughs> why did you do this? Um, but before we get started, uh, hello everybody. We got um, I, I guess Hi. to you know regulars being myself. Rugs, springy, and yeah. metal. Uh, oh, hi. Around, hello once again. But uh, you know, vague semi-regulars. I don't even know what, what the categories are anymore. But I'm gonna go from <laughs> left to right. Freaks. Let's yes. call them freaks. Quasi, quasi, quasi regulars. Right I'm gonna call it B lister. B lister. <laughs> um, Verbal terrorists in training. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so from the left, John CJG. How do you do, buddy? How you been? Hey, how's it going? Uh, thanks for having me on. Hi, chat. I'm the guy who makes Arby and the Chief on YouTube. Yes. Just uh, so and you know who yeah, that the only shadowy weird guy is. Who didn't like the Snipe Cut hide. You <laughs> felt good <laughs> seeing that tweet. <laughs> did, you, did you find it all weird with the amount of praise it was getting there? Or were you just like, huh. oh well. I, well, I've, I was like immediately on guard because the amount of like build up it was getting before it came out i was like this is gonna be a piece of shit i know it and then it came out <laughs> and then we watched it and it was like it i will say it had a nicer flow to it but it was still diarrhea you know what i mean so a nicer my it was easier to squeeze out your so ass so it was better so i guess so it was diarrhea <laughs> Yeah. Do I want an easier exit and a harder cleanup, or vice versa? Mm. <laughs> What's what do we? Yeah. It's very uncompelling, uninteresting. Like Ooh. Steppenwolf is just so like <laughs> oh, his but... objective is so shallow. There's no depth to him. His dialogue is so over overexpository. So is Dark Side, and you just don't care. <laughs> you're not invested in like what these characters Wait, want. And you're it, not invested just... in the new gods' war for power and the anti-life equation. <laughs> <laughs> So what you're saying is you hate math. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Do you know what the What, what I first heard him in his <laughs> voice say, the anti-life equation. I lost it. It was yeah, so funny. Equation, it was like a 12-year-old wrote this. Some of you guys uh, hey, wait. don't know what the anti-life equation actually is, right, though, in the comics. Do you, do, how well, Meme Repository uh, gave us a quick thing on a past EFAP, I think. He made it make a lot more sense than it does on its own in the Zack Snyder movie. Um, oh, well, I, I mean the uh, the actual formula, the, like the, the literal text formula for what oh, it yeah. is. Is it by? Oh, no, no, are you talking about, yeah, like, uh, again, meme repository, you said, like, a bunch of words, times by words, you know. Yeah, it's uh, loneliness plus alienation <sighs> plus fear plus despair plus self worth divided by mockery <laughs> divided by hilarious. condemnation. That's divided yeah, by the anti life <laughs> yeah. equation. Can, it, can I say the R word? Because that is so R word. Hard <laughs> R. I don't know if it's the artwork. I just saw it on the DC wiki. It's just no. He said it. Can he call it the R word? <laughs> There's something in, no, it's in the, the R chat. We kidnapped Jordan Peterson to create the anti-life <laughs> equation. <laughs> oh god, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, where, where does one write down the anti-life equation? Why is it on a down rock down or something? Down. Well, you get a notepad out and you. Get really high up, you, you, <laughs> and you write down what you saw on that the, uh, thing. And you eat the piece of paper, and you become the anti-life equation. Why are <laughs> comics like this? 
Um, anyone see uh, YBAS's review of Snyder Cut? Oh yeah. no, I haven't seen that. No. When he first talks about the anti-life equation, he's like, oh my god, anti-life. It's like life, but like the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> that is so edgy. It's like one of the edgiest things possible, I think. It kind of it really is the Darksaber by any stretch. It have, yeah. I have a An question evil about alien little... emperor named Darkseid created the anti-life <laughs> equation. Wait, so I have a question about the plot in, in regards to that anti-life equation. Does Darkseid, does he know that what he smashed the Earth and the and the lines formed? Oh, that that was the anti-life equation at yes. that point? He does, yeah. Did he know it was he, under he the did. dirt? <laughs> yeah, I guess because he, um, he says the Steppenwolf says where they this is, this is the planet we found the anti life equation for like all those years ago the planet that defied us or oh. some shit. Who put the anti life equation so, there? I'm really confused. Is it is it an equation? <laughs> it's the symbols. Could you? It's fucking it down? stupid. Is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, see, the RT curvy lines are, are an artistic, symbolic interpretation of the death of the universe or some shit. Well, it's not the death of the universe, it's the death of free will, oh, which is death. funny because free will doesn't exist. Oh. Well, no, well, it's less the death of free will, more the, the rise of his controlling of everyone's free will. Yeah, no, no. But, but he can I, do I that already. Because yeah, he can do that already, but already. it's a well, let's put it this way, Weekend Warrior. You're knocking dominoes down one, 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 and someone goes, I can knock them all down for you. He presses this button. You're like, oh, so yeah, I want to press that button. Fuck yeah. Oh, that's not and why I said about guess okay. The really funny thing is, to what end? We don't know, because Darkseid isn't a character. He's well, a caricature. Yeah. That's the problem. Darkseid would do it, and they'd be like, I have won. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> everyone's like, yes, you, you won. You did it. Nice. Kind of weird that there's a mathematical route to control the free will, but, you know. How is it that yeah, in the Nightmare <laughs> Vision, he's taken over Earth, which means you'd have the anti-life equation, which means, isn't it game over at that point? No, it's not game yeah. over, because yeah. Batman and, and Joker Batman and Joker. Because the <laughs> <laughs> They wear the little Magneto helmet and it doesn't affect them. It's like, oh, nice. Because Batman, uh, Batman was reminded by Joker that he's lost people that he's loved. Yeah, there in you case go. you didn't Ooh. know. Joker is so edgy, it cancels out the anti-life equation. He'll just, like, just be oh, sitting there in the I, desert for his entire... For I the rest that. of the... I fucking whatever. believe that shit. Did, did you like the... That scene with Joker was just as cringeworthy as he ever was, and people were like, oh my god, redeemed. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Well, it's because hate... people turn into clown people when they watch this movie. Redeemed. I fucking hate that tweet where they said that that was the best Joker Batman scene ever and like shut the fuck up like you, you that's don't know what stupid. you're talking about yeah. everybody thinks that's of the interrogation so scene the interrogation scene was awesome and it's like why would you yeah. why would you ever think him offering a reach around is somehow better <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> dude that that whole epilogue it's like one why is it there two yeah. it's way too fucking long like it's if bait. you're gonna have it cut it down yeah Oh, oh! Did you like the part where Martian Han Manhunter was apparently Martha, and that was irrelevant? <laughs> no, that pissed me off. <laughs> I fucking hated that because I was really enjoying the scene right before that with like Martha and uh, what's her name, yeah. Lois. I was just Lois, like, yeah. oh, oh my god, are we actually gonna get some proper acting here? Like, is this like finally. is the movie gonna be finally compelling <laughs> after all this tripe? And then okay. it ruins it. I'm like, 
Surprise! It was me, a Martian Manhunter. Well, I didn't know that's who it was. I didn't know the character. I just saw an alien. I was like, who the fuck is that? I don't know. And it just it just ruined that whole scene because like wow I, I I really like those characters. It was a nice quiet moment where the camera wasn't fucking moving you around. Like Lois Lane? Like, well, uh, uh, no, well, no. I think there's a big ca casting issue there because I don't think Amy Adams is a right fit for that character. I don't know but if it I might just be mean... directing because she's a phenomenal actress <laughs> when she's doing things well. Uh, yeah, fucking when she's allowed. Lois Lane. <laughs> she doesn't do anything in these films, unfortunately. She uh, gets saved, and she gets. A she spear. does get saved. She can defy black holes. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, really? she falls down. Everything gets sucked in, including Superman. So maybe he she's that even dense. Try to save her. Remember, she's not covered yeah, in phantom she... goo. That's why everything else she's a around her is okay, oh, yeah. guys. No, no, she, she threw the spear. Right, she threw the spear that she didn't need to throw and had no reason to throw the spear in Batman versus Superman. That's that's important, right? She made things more difficult for our heroes to save the world. Um, it was funny because in the video I made, I, I I was like, "Do I talk mm. about what I thought was good in the Martha uh, Lois scene?" And I was like, "Fucking well, not really, because I can't even speak to what it meant to Martha, like at all." Because it's not her. It wasn't there? Like, why would you do that? And it's like, well, because Martian Manhunter is really cool. Like, yes, it's really cool. Um, well, it's because they want to set up. I, I think what I find really amusing is like, oh, some call me the Martian Manhunter. It's like, wait, people know that they're aliens on Earth. What? Like, what? No, he's talking about is like other Martians. Other Martians call him that. Yeah, well, isn't he like the last one or whatever? Is I thought he was the last one. Yeah, man. Well, they used to call him that before they died. Yeah, uh, this yeah, but some used to call me that. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. what, well, can you just tell me your name? And he's like, oh, John. So you're like, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll just call you that. Uh, yeah, the, whoever has to make sequels to to that movie would be in trouble. But I'm assuming they're not making any at all. Like that's just not going to happen. Um, no, it seems like they want to move on, which is the smart thing to do. And everybody's saying yeah. restore the Snyderverse, but it's not going to work. It's been restored. It's, you got what you wanted. Over. Now they're making other things. Yeah. yeah also, it's it. shit. So no, don't restore it. <laughs> I would restore the Abramsverse. <laughs> <laughs> what would the Snyderverse be exactly? Like, what else wasn't Bad. developed that he dark, suppressing, so, uh, and poorly written? Oh well. The, the, uh, we... What's super interesting is that lately Zack Snyder's been going around doing interviews talking about what his other Justice League movies would have been about. And it, yeah, it's it's like Theo said, it's the most edgy bullshit you've ever fucking seen, like in yeah. your entire life. Um, <laughs> but, but I don't even know that any of this was the original plan, really. I, I think he's just saying these things because he wants people to get hyped up so he can make another DC movie. But he's already had three chances. They've like most people, he's right. failed all three times. <laughs> I mean, enough. DC deserves him, so. What do you mean DC to save him? No. <laughs> run DC, run. So Zack Snyder has become Steppenwolf pleading yes. uh, Darkseid for more money so that he could finish <laughs> his cinematic universe. Until you can make $50,000 on your own, we will not allow you to have another movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have found the anti- <laughs> like, but Darkseid, I found the anti-fun equation. <laughs> the anti-color equation. <laughs> anti-sense equation. Justice is great. Oh my god. 
Imagine a whole universe with no characters, no sense, <laughs> no logic or reason. It, it will be all mine, and you will love me. Oh, no. Apparently and they you will. get to come back at home instead of having to destroy 50,000 more planets. I love how they just throw that out. You still got 50,000 more planets to destroy. It's like, how long is that going to take? Like a billion well, years? Like, again, I'm wondering, he was so evil that I they like didn't that kill him. Collecting planets. Um, he was so evil they didn't kill him, but his, his penalty was he had to conquer 50,000 planets? Like, what the fuck did you do? Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of worlds. That's Space a lot World of worlds. Okay, well, wait, because a day in the life of Steppenwolf, he arrives at the planet, it's all dusty, nothing there. He sees these go three mother boxes, starts the unity, leaves, next planet. You might be able to get, like, <laughs> fucking 100 done in a day, you don't know. That's still a lot. Yeah, but he's, yeah, <laughs> um, like I guess spot. I'm thinking, <laughs> if you have Dark Side and Desaad and Spooky Grandma and all that sort of thing, and you did something so bad that it warranted you having to conquer 50,000 worlds, but Darkseid didn't kill you for what you did. Like, what is what a very yeah. specific, well, like, <laughs> crime and punishment system. He mentioned system that he we apparently have set up here. killed a whole bunch of people who tried to take the throne as well, you know? So it's like a mixed bag. It's like he did some good stuff, he also did some bad stuff. So he didn't have to. It was going to be 100,000 planets. I guess so, yeah, the half day. That's like community okay. service. <laughs> uh, community service for evil. Also here with us today is Theo. Welcome back. You were on the uh, the previous extra credits, Efab. I How's sure it? was. How does it feel? Um, Good, I think, for now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you, I believe, that. you were a little against the grain. You really enjoyed the Snyder Cut, right? Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. I'm very enthusiastic. <laughs> What's he doing I... here? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was uh, it was gray and uh, um, hmm. yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was gray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, I hate. I fucking hated that Twitter part where they were. Oh, but now justice is gray. Let's watch four hours again. Like, <laughs> we're we're gonna film. take what nice little color we had guys, and get like... rid of it. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny to me because it's just like, we already think that they're black and white, like, almost. Fucking hell. I mean, <laughs> stop. I, I, I don't ever want to see that Blacker, version of the film. Whiter. But I figure there's going to be some really funny screenshots you could take from the black and white vision. Like, goo. Um, and yes, of course, Weekend Warrior, who, uh, I can't you adore the Snyder Cut? Is that Hello. kind of a... Oh, I didn't adore it, but I think it's better than Justice League. So, I I think the perfect Justice League movie is a hybrid between the the Snyder cut and the Whedon cut. When you say perfect, I think Joss Whedon really did some <laughs> like, like oh, oh, as perfect as things would allow. I yeah, guess. yeah, I that agree. would be the better. So four out of ten. Yeah, it's instead of like a six, it's become a seven or some shit. Okay, but... question: Would you cut all of the dark side stuff if, if in your yes, <laughs> yes? I just, I just make him go a Thanos, and then oh, Steppenwolf is dead. Oh, I guess we have to go there. I mean, come on, bro! Like, Dark Side's so <laughs> fucking dumb in this movie. Like, I think he's mm -hmm. the weakest part of the movie, even though he's the strongest DC villain. He's the weakest shit in this fucking movie. Like. He could teleport right there, Mahler. He could teleport there and end 
the movie and he doesn't do it. Nah. It'll, it'll all make sense in future movies why he didn't do that. They'll say. They'll be Everything like, he ever wanted is in that fucking planet. And there's. They look at the teleport machine and they can't. And then they look. They're like, <laughs> oh, oh okay. the teleport machine's not working. Have... <laughs> oh, wait, is it? Is it lagging? Oh, my God. I'm going to move us to Singapore regardless. Yay. There we go. Singapore. Um, yeah, like in a future movie, you can have him look at the teleport machine. It says fuel low, and he looks over to the side of the room. There's a little <laughs> canister, and he's like, oh, I'd have to go and grab it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Seems like maybe not. That's because you, you see like his whole army in the background as well, just chilling there, like waiting to deploy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, they're like, oh, we go, we're going. We, we go through the teleport. I gotta we pull go? this anti-lasagna equation out of the oven in like two minutes, and oh, be perfect. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. So um, start looking around to see if there's anyone uh, you can order to go and get the canister. You know, and it's just you, nothing um... but stupid fucking parademons, and it's like, uh... yeah. I... <laughs> Yeah, Wait, was... There's also some stylistic Joss Whedon cut out. I noticed. There's also some what? Sorry, that's not the only thing there... that got cut out. Some <laughs> there are some. Uh, I noticed that since this, I rewatched the the Justice League cut to compare it. Like the most egregious one is for uh, so far is the Amazon scene where. Zack Snyder has to let the ladies hammer the pillar every time, and there's a zoom in shot every time when they do it. As yeah. Hippo Hippolyta goes through each pillar, and there's this ostentatious, unnecessary scene where the whole pyramid thing tumbles over to the sea, and then doesn't work anyway because Steppenwolf just fucking yeets himself out of the ocean, right? <laughs> yeah. in, in the justice, in the justice sleep cut, he reduced it to like two minutes or a minute because what happened was when Hippolyta said close the gates he had just one Amazon smash the pillar she leaves and we get it that the pyramid is closed and then Steppenwolf just cuts through it punches a hole through the wall yeah cuts through the wall <laughs> which is which makes it, it's so like the economy of it because yeah, it's I know just I think yeah, I think Zack Snyder is really overindulgent because it's his vision that I think nobody said, maybe, Zack, we could tone this down for time purposes. And he's like, what? No. But Lady <laughs> go ah, it, but abs on Amazon and Hammer going smash, maybe that's his thought process. I don't know. But I guess it looked cool. I, but if you do it every fucking time, I'm like, bro, we get it. Like, okay, okay, we get it, bro. It's, it's heroic. Right, okay, did, did, we got did you it. like the slow-mo going up the stairs with the epic music? <laughs> That's my favorite part of the movie. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, yeah, that was, Dude, that it, was it, really they, great. They should have used the going upstairs music for Aquaman when he went into the sea. The going upstairs music. The going up the stairs music. I like it as well bum, because bum, you bum, know bum, 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 you could bum. have both dimensions running side by side with Joss Whedon sitting in the editor's room and so is Zack. And like Joss sees the stairs thing, and he, like every rational human being in existence, goes, "We we don't need that. No, yeah, <laughs> we really don't." And I I love it if the soundtrack was actually on that vision that he saw. It. He was like, "Why is this stairs music? <laughs> What's happening?" <laughs> and then he just goes, "Yeah, we'll just cut to when they when they come up." And then Zach was like, "He cut this? What? The, how do we how do we know how they got here?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, but I'll give I'll give Zach Snyder this. Uh, the, the part where they fought Superman. 
No, wait, wait, wait. The, the part where <laughs> after they revived Superman and the box was just like, oops, we forgot about the box in the Justice League cut, right? They do that in the Snyder Cut. No, yeah. but in the Snyder Cut, at least we get the pretense of a heroic moment with Cyborg's dad. That that makes more sense um, than just, oh, we, we kind of forgot. It makes no, I still forgot. I think it makes less it adds, sense. It adds more no, but, mistakes. Hmm. Well, also, but, I didn't like, just bring it to the Justice League. Yeah, first of all, so not, not only now do they have to all forget about it, they also have him deciding to take it away from them instead of getting it to them. Oh, but the reason was that he superheated it so that they could find it. Yeah, but that was afterwards. Yeah, well, well, yeah, but, but, but think about that. that he, he's trying to make hmm. it so that they can get it instead of giving it to them. Just giving it? <laughs> okay, that's yeah. fair. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, or just hiding it. Just before Steppenwolf finds it. Or yeah, something. of course, whether or not he also goes and takes it, uh, none of them seem to want to go and look for it still. They're all just like, eh, there's another box, whatever. Fine. Because before also, that, everyone, everyone that sees the thing, what, that if... should see the thing crashing onto the fucking car, no one's even looking at that thing. Yeah. Because the only one even cares, like, oh, something crashed into this car and broke it. Oh, that's the thing I stole from this lab. I'm going to bring this back into the lab, I guess. <laughs> I think Zack Snyder just wanted to remind everybody that regular fire drills are an important part of occupational <laughs> safety standards that have to be upheld regularly. Fair, okay. Oh. Hmm. Hmm? That that movie oh, had to be cut down, without a doubt. I mean, I, I like long movies. I got no problem with long movies. But, like, there's way too many stretches of time where, like, there's no new information being delivered. It's just, like like gratuitous like sweeping yeah. cgi shots and people looking mournful and it's like dude i think okay, yeah we get it. Move on to the next seat. yeah i think that's the good, <laughs> that's a good word for it gratuitous because it's yes. it's his vision and he's got like oh i'm just gonna i'm just gonna zack snyder this whole shit like because no one told Zach when he was a kid that no one gives a fuck what your dream is. <laughs> like when you're telling people about that dream you had no one fucking cares except for you but they humored him and they never said that stop telling people because we don't care. And that's how you get of this. dollars of humoring. Wait, you're saying the fish cult singing wasn't perfect. Oh yeah, it's not mother's trident. Check up your mother's trident. Oh, but he's I the needed best to see friend. the lady sniff his sweater. It oh was yeah. Me that was hilarious. I cannot <laughs> wait for people to see how we react to that. Yeah. It was, it's we so perfect. So lost. Gonna be a gem. Um, vaguely connected to this, by the way. Uh, so should share this on the Discord. Nine Eleven. I've not seen it yet. Um, <laughs> I've not seen Nine Eleven yet. But uh, oh, so... I don't think you want to see it. Bro. <laughs> you know our good friend Filmento. He's uh, popping out videos a lot, and I just I saw this, uh, and I'm curious for you guys just to see the title and the image and be like, what? Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> How does uh, it wait, <laughs> wait, 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 first, oh first of all, wait, first of all, I think that being better than Batman versus Superman <laughs> is not really that if a metric. I'm just saying. I feel like eating Superman is a really bad idea. It's not really idea. that it hard. fly out of your chest. You don't, yeah. <laughs> there's so much to this, right? I don't know where to begin. So it's like, first of all, they're both so terrible from what I understand. Like, I've heard that Godzilla vs. Kong, the only thing that you might like in it is a bit of the monster fighting, but it's mostly garbage. Um, which is fine. You know, like like for Godzilla fans, I guess, or Kong fans, we just want to see some battles. But like, yeah, as, as, as structural stories go, 
I have heard so many funny things, like, in terms of that movie. <laughs> I look forward to us checking it out. Secondly, I do, too. I can't wait. Uh, being yeah, better than Batman vs Superman, it. as Weekend Warrior just said, that's not a difficult feat. Thirdly, comparing <laughs> Godzilla vs Kong to Batman vs Superman, like, I don't even know where, like, I understand uh, you can compare oh, anything to a degree, but, like, Jesus Christ, the fighting and the, the nature of the battle shouldn't even be remotely similar. I think well, I see. I think I'm predicting his thing as to why it's better than BVS. There's this specific thing that happens in Godzilla versus Kong that sort of happens in BVS near the end, and maybe that's what he's a woman going throws for. a spear into a pool randomly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This I have, is the only thing that could kill Kong. I mean, it's the banana spear. Do you know the spoilers or no? So. Uh, well, probably not. I don't. No, no, I don't want okay. spoilers. No, I, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't. Want, yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it then, if that's the case. Um, yeah, we want to experience this raw, uncensored, and yeah. uncut. I was gonna I say, I you called it what... film perfection too. What uh, film me? perfection? Like, think, it's big monkey on a big of... lizard. <laughs> yeah, it's like junk food. <laughs> it's like movie junk food, right? You just yeah. eat it and like, oh, that was fun. Yeah, if it does exactly. that entertainingly yeah. enough, fine. That was yeah, fun. Yeah, I yeah, put a diarrhea to put kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I just, exactly. If we watch Godzilla vs. Kong at some point, I would like to see this video. I, I'm very curious about just how the hell he's got about doing it. I'm ready for this. As someone uh, who saw the movie, I quite liked it. I didn't well, good. It. Yeah, um, I, I I thought the just the monster stuff though the monster fights are great the all the human stuff is pure dog shit. It's always <laughs> dog shit. Yeah, I don't get it. Makes you wonder why they keep doing it. Yeah, well, yeah. Or oh, I have make it good. How about that? Oh, you will that laugh seem though. To be you will laugh at this when, stage. when you learn the reason why the human characters are in that movie, like the build up to oh my god, it's it's like <laughs> wow that's that's Maybe their whole we justification for their along. presence in the movie. Maybe we were amazed. We were monkey. <laughs> it's, be it, it's because CGI is expensive, and we have to fill up the other ninety-eight yeah, percent of we, our we movie. can't have. Just, I feel like it would be really cool to just have a movie that is all Godzilla and Kong. Just have it be like a hundred percent CGI and just follow them on their own little misadventures. Like, yeah. It's really no buddy cop film. Yeah. Really if you paid attention to yeah, the yeah, maybe a buddy cop movie where it's like Godzilla and Kong are butting heads over how to stop the bad guys. <laughs> like, you know, well, Godzilla Kong is a bad guy. Of course, they are literally. Kong. Of course, they're literally cannon. butting heads because you know they can't yeah. talk. I feel like uh, Godzilla would be the uh, no. Godzilla would be the straight man. King Kong would be the loose cannon who gets results. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like um. Yeah. I, don't, I like. I feel like in the gorilla, we should play like the smart, the smart stoic character, like Winston in Overwatch. Maybe. Yeah, but Kong Remember is way Overwatch? more rage related. No. But Kong I think, is all about. Uh, his I think I like the idea. Of, well, I feel like Godzilla. Like in the first movie, he looks like he's so tired of this shit. Yeah, he just wants he's, to go he's home, super fucking old, and he's he's like Kong. Like... You gotta chill out. I remember being like you. Okay, I remember. When... I do like the idea of Mothra being the police chief. Now I know Mothra's a chick, but I guess you can still make it work, right? Of like, you know, the mayor's gonna have my ass. <laughs> like, you destroyed, destroyed like the Empire State Building. It's like yeah. you know, I gotta answer to the the chief. Uh, well, the mayor. Well, I'm the chief of police. So I'd have to answer to me. The property um, damage is <laughs> through the roof. Yeah. Kong in my office now. My phone's yeah. been going off the ringer all morning. <laughs> I got the mayor and I got again. the union. I'll have your ass, all right? 
<laughs> you destroyed you so destroyed many buildings. Who are you, Superman? Ooh. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I really want James Gunn to have a reference to Superman in their film, and, like, the Suicide Squad are aware that he does more damage than they ever could. <laughs> like, they, they'd be like, man, imagine being that effective. Or imagine they lament on the fact that they're in jail, but he isn't, despite, like, the incredible damage he's done. You're in the universe. Do it. Do it. Make fun of Zack Snyder. Oh, that would be funny, yeah. Um, yeah that, that would be funny. Though, of course, we are here today to watch a video. Um, I don't know if we should probably discuss it before the video starts a little bit, just the title, right? Because it's interesting. It's a little bit of, you know, called Evil, evil... Races and Bad Game. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Evil Races are bad game design, bioessentialism, and world building. <clears throat> so, first thing that, that happens here that's a bit of a problem is, what does evil mean? And I suppose it depends on context. It can be based on POV, but typically... Um... Yeah, because generally for... evil is just malevolent. Yeah, normally when people use, 99% of the time when people use evil, they just mean like bad, bad. It's the, the extra step up from bad. Just take whatever bad is to that person and it's the next step above. Um, and in this, it'll probably apply to how you have um, the, their perception of evil by either the protagonist or the the main force or the quote-unquote good guys and it's just that's you know they're good and so the bad things other people do those are evil i mean i would probably go as far as saying we use it very colloquially that nobody thought like to a super in-depth degree we usually just save it for when someone does something that we just consider super fucking wrong like or consistently yeah, yeah, wrong let's go that yeah. is evil and if someone said there's no such thing as evil i'd be like i mean <laughs> and then we're like, yeah, go away. The adults are talking. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I get, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah go away. Uh, it, it's orcs, not an easy thing to define. Are orcs Sorry, evil? And I wonder if, like, uh, I'm not even sure that I would necessarily describe them that way. I might do. I just, uh, I wonder the difference between um, uh, an entity that just does what it does versus an entity that is, like, mind-controlled versus an entity that is aware of what is bad and does bad because it enjoys it. It's like, of those three... I assume we all agree that the latter is the most evil. If mm -hmm. they were yeah. the most. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, the more agency something has, I guess, the more you could say that it's evil because it's not doing it just because it has to or it doesn't have a choice because it really wants it. So that makes it worse. Yeah, like if you see a lion slowly tearing off each finger of like, a, I don't know, an ape as it's trying to crawl away or something, we, we're all just like, Jesus Christ, the hell. And the lion's just doing what the lion does. It has no concept of like torture. Um, we wouldn't. I don't think any of us would describe that as evil. I'm assuming. I'm just trying well, to set not, some I'm sort not of sure scales. That animal, I don't know that animals I'm, can be evil. Because well, that's sure why I went animals, for an extreme example. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, even, yeah. Even the most extreme. It doesn't matter if the lion evil. considers itself evil or not. They don't um, really have moral agency. <laughs> you have to know yeah. what evil is to like to to do it right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, well, no. I guess uh, you have the, I guess the tricky examples of like, what what if you have like uh, somebody who, I don't know, what what if you have somebody who's like, you know, the the archetypal serial killer who might not even appreciate that what they're doing is bad because they don't really have the same perception of the value of human life as other people do. So that's where I was going to say it gets mm -hmm. complicated. If somebody yeah. in a storyline is like. Incred like like they just fucking thoroughly enjoy causing pain and that they think it's a fun exercise and that they don't even understand that there's people out there who like 
there just be like it's a different point of view that you don't like it. I, I was trying to think maybe if Dex does a valid one. He's like got a sub significant desire to kill, like to end lives, and so he tries to direct it into a doing it to people who, if he was to kill them, the world improves or whatever. Um, evil starts to get a little bit complicated. Like, is the desire to do these things evil, or is it then what you do as an action from beyond your uh, your desires? Uh, uh, some, right. As someone just said, evil has intent. All of these questions, extra credits is not prepared to answer or get into. <laughs> this is the thing, I'm willing to but I think it's, it's, a, it's a little cloudy yeah. because we use the word for all yeah. kinds of things. No, I think, but I think have... in the sense of extra credits, it's just evil was just, <laughs> we all understood that evil's just very bad. Yeah. I think we have more nuance in the intro than anything in extra credits already, so there's that. Also, yeah, people they want out, to try like and appear nuanced. Get a stealth swastika in the, in the image right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, also, what the fuck is bioessentialism? Because they just... That uh, means... Did they even uh, like proper... Pro so stuff that's like tied to you biologically as in like there's nothing uh, things that come out about you that happen because of your biology so relating to like your sexuality or, or intelligence um you gotta be mm. careful with arguments like that it can lead you down Good very boy. spooky roads um <laughs> but like yeah the uh, nobody bioessentialism spooky in, in the world of political discussions because uh it, it it can it can get you saying stuff that sounds really 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 evil uh, and you don't even really need to have much of it in the way that they discuss it, because pretty much all of this is some hypothetical fictional world. It doesn't even really matter if you know much about it. It's the way that they use it and the way they want to try and drag it into this. You yeah, find whatever you know in your brain right now, it's enough. We're going to be critical of them re re uh, optically, rhetorically, uh, some other thing. Like, thing is, this concept. Eight minutes? Good luck. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Especially when it's extra credits, but... Uh... Also, for, for what it's worth, why is it bad game design? Yeah, I was about yeah. to actually... Exactly. Well, well... Yeah, because... This is world design, not game design. There's a distinction to be had between... Yeah, um, exactly. From the what... The uh... thesis of this whole video is flawed. I started watching um, Jay Longbone's video, but I, I only got like, a minute in because I realized like I probably should go in blind, uh, per se, and so I'm probably just going to watch it after this. But one thing she said that I thought was pretty apt is that uh, the standard approach to this, because I've heard this argument before, is evil races are basically just bad because racist, um, and, and like they, they, they have a bad allegory, being that it'll make people go, hmm, maybe there's such a thing as evil races in real life looks at black person. That's, that's the concern that apparently a lot of people have, which is absurd, and we can get into that, but... Uh, They've said, aha, we're not saying that. We're saying it's bad game design. We can argue why. And then their argument is the thing I just said. So as Jay Longbone yeah, points they, out, it's just okay. a, it's a loophole. That's all this video is. How is uh, but, it but is. It's Why, why are we, because fantasy races aren't races. They're like different species. If we're going to be like really specific. Yeah. They're not, mm. it's not. The term race not, is. Um... Yeah. Race is kind of like a misnomer. An orc and a human are not. Yeah, I know the what you same. mean. They are, yeah, they're different races than humans in a way that's totally separate from the way that, you know, a white person and an Asian are different races. Well, it's, it, it's it, the it's idea totally of different us. usages of the word. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just that the differences between the human races are, like, negligible, whereas the differences between yeah. an, an orc and a human being are pretty substantial. 
Yeah, the differences between yeah. uh, like a black person who's male and a black person who's female is bigger than the difference between a white male and a black male. Um, sure. So, is everyone good to start? Hey. Oh, wait, I, I also have one more comment before we start. It's just that I think you could have like a, a quote-unquote evil race that is complicated. It's just not what my problem with extra credits whole stance is that it's like they're saying universally you can't have an RPG with evil races just for XP. I think that's, which is, inc it depends on what adventure you want, what, what people want to experience. Right? They kind of miss the point of what like a role playing game. Like a because yeah. generally this will be a lot of the focus on this will be tabletop role playing games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in which I would say the primary purpose of that is to have fun. If if yeah. people aren't having fun, then that game is that you failed because it is ultimately yeah. a game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, the way they like, go ahead. No, I, it's like if if it's like Vampire the Masquerade tabletop could have that argument like maybe not all evil races they could have nuance or something like that but but to even say that they should there should be some evil races that are good or depicted to be good is, is their argument right am i am i am i getting wow, that bro, I guess we'll see. Rem remember that in a tabletop role-playing game setting in a dungeons and dragons pathfinder game whatever it may be mm -hmm. they often as people i've noticed often do um, even like DMs and stuff, they are the ultimate prescriptive god of that universe, and everything happens according to that person's will, and they sort of forget that. So the idea that a race could be evil or couldn't be evil, it leaves out the aspect of if if the DM says that a race is evil, mm. they are. It's entirely and that's, that's how it is. Yeah, that you that's that's an aspect of the universe now. It's not like the the language that they'll use in this video is like you're painting orcs with a broad brush. It's like, well, no, they there there's no painting involved. The orcs are evil intrinsically to what the orc is. An orc and evil are inseparable. Yeah, you like can't take the evil out of an orc. It's treating it as though every single living humanoid is as diverse and complicated as human beings. When it's like, well, no, I've said they're not. It's like, okay, but that's not very complicated and interesting. It's like, oh, well, yeah. that's. That's no, what that, it is. It'll, it'll, it'll be a section of the video that gets into that. Yeah, because the... also someone made this. <laughs> okay. I can see Garfield and Darkseid having a good like movie. Oh, shout out to Quentin Reviews. Garfield time, baby. It's it's him. Activate Garfield time. It recharges the more lasagna you eat. Increases chew speed by 30 percent you could honestly make that video where you like extra credits as hidden nazi uh sort of ideas <laughs> and stuff i just feel like oh my god crypto nazi fascination <laughs> well, that, um, what's what's funny too is that that's act because i'm i'm making a video response to this because it will be fun and there's a lot of things to talk about and when i watched the video i was like wait a second oh my god <laughs> It's like but the first thing you see. I think it's, I think like, it's oh, clear. Oh, no. It's so clear <laughs> at this point. Uh, Nazi! Oh, Rags, make sure you do the thing where, you, where they said suddenly you're a Nazi in, in their video. 
credits. I think that'll be a good already, addition already to that shit. Already, oh, good. That's, <laughs> that part's already done. It's already finished. <laughs> good job, good job. Games discourse on the internet during 2019 and 2020. Uh, I can't show that on screen, but I can play the audio. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, oh. that was, those were fun times. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> also, her legs bad. make a swastika. Do you think they That's just crazy. do it every, <laughs> every so often just so that people remember they exist? Like, hey, let's piss off the internet again. So, no, they're so, trying to actually make everyone Nazis low-key so that they can go back years later and say, See, we were right! We were now, right! Help me out here. So, like, extra credits, the whole point of this channel is they're trying to teach you how to make video games, right? That's like, the, um, that's the, yeah, something like this. General, I guess, like general games, writing right? advice. Yeah, general writing advice in game design. Well, I guess, I guess what I'm saying stuff. is it's game design more so than like writing advice, right? I think that's, um, like, I see videos here about, like, about what the core the gameplay two. loop is and stuff like user generated content. Yeah. So that's, that's what they do. I guess my question, I feel, man, it feels weird because I'm not sure, like, whether or not if you're giving people advice on how to make <laughs> something that you should be giving recommendations on what the content of that, of that, uh, that game is, if you know what I mean. Well, like yeah, writing advice well, that would say, don't write about these subjects or don't don't uh, explore these themes or these topics. Especially if the argument's going to be that the allegory is a bit dangerous rather than you're doing something that's like broken just from the get-go, which is what they, I think, want to dress this up as, but really it's more yeah. of a, we're worried about what the messaging might look like. Okay, it's bad because I mean, of my personal sensibilities, not I mean, because that's... it's actually bad. That's fair if they want to explore that. I guess I'm not sure how I feel about trying to pretend like there is an idea that's not worth exploring because some people might not respond to it very well. Mm -hmm. I feel like you. I feel like you lose a lot of important stories if if we're just if that's how it works. It in right. it in it they they often don't. This is where um, Mark Brown consistently absolutely fails. Is <laughs> that when you want to teach people something. One of the best ways to teach them, especially because if it's that if it's a thing that the teach e is going to be doing, is that you need to show good examples and explain why they're good, and bad examples and explain why they're bad. Don't just say this is a good example, this is a bad example. People need to know why these are good and bad examples. Because mm -hmm. you're you're talking in these kinds of instances is developer oriented. You're you're trying to you know help further the craft in that sense. Yeah, if we say Lord of the Rings good, yeah. Snyder Cut bad, therefore long is okay sometimes. You're like, yeah. <laughs> people, <don't know. laughs> people will get confused as to what they're supposed to copy. Yeah. And then they Which start copying nippy. bullshit. I haven't uh, followed extra so credits for a long time, but I've I've known about them for a long time. But whenever I used to watch yeah. videos and I always found them really irritating. Yeah. Like it was always that a guy that used to do the voiceover. He had a, like a sped up voice. Yes. And every video it would was, be like, yeah, "Hey, like I'm here weird... to talk to you about video games." And I'm just like, "Yeah, Who it was are that you, dude?" Filter. <laughs> it was fucking. Oh, it was yeah. infuriating to listen to them because that fucking voice. Here, yeah. here's if you want to make here. Let's do an extra credits, but for YouTube videos, uh, don't do that ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I'm I trying know... to. Play Unless, an annoying piece of shit character. Even even when you're like you're presenting an annoying character, that's another thing I find. You don't have to make your annoying character like hard to listen to. Actually annoying. <laughs> you can <laughs> find ways around it. Um, yeah, like, like don't have them be actually truly annoying. Have them be annoying in the universe that you're presenting them in. And then of course, don't have your main character be an annoying character. That's probably not wise.
you like comedy. Yeah. And throw in a few jokes too. Like fuck, if you're gonna be like sound pretentious and shit and condescending about like <laughs> game the up. game theory and it's like fuck. At least if there was something funny to grasp onto, but there's just no value in it for me. So. I gave yeah, up on extra yeah, credits we'll, a long time we'll ago. Take it a bit more seriously yeah. on a craft level, and mm -hmm. you know, I, I actually think, uh, dig into what you're talking about with some substance. Yeah, go mm -hmm. one of two ways: be really thorough, or be like self-deprecating and funny. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. all kinds of ways to be funny. Um, try and vary it up a bit as well. You know what? You just gotta absorb a lot of comedy content and see what you can figure out from the different things you start to spot as patterns. Because humans are good at that. Like, hey. That thing yes. and that thing. They're the same. Yeah. There's a spoon in the sky. And I've seen uh, people say already, it's like, oh, how how far extra credits have fallen. And then there's other people who are like, no, they were always trash. So it's just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's because they create, like, two entirely different versions of content. Because I know they do a bunch of history series. Mm. Which is mm -hmm. totally different from, I think, all of their video game and writing related stuff. Mm. So. Presumably. Like, this oh one doesn't God. have that many views, considering how big... This is a two and a half million sub-channel, and I think this video is, like, 150,000 views or something like that, so... Which is weird because of how controversial it is, too. Yeah, the, the Nazi one blew up. That thing's at about a million and a half views. And this <laughs> one is... It's not as crazy as the Nazi one. This is the low-key sequel to it. Yeah. But it's not <laughs> as bad, I guess. And it's not nearly at the view count. Oh my god, so 1.3 million, Jesus Christ. Oh, but it has 308k dislikes, Rex. It's so. one of those disliked <laughs> things on the internet, I think. <laughs> Everybody hated Nazi one. Alright then, let us begin. If you paid attention to the game's discourse on the internet during 2019 and 2020, you might have noticed a reoccurring argument about some species from fantasy media, specifically orcs. All right, so I didn't back, yes. yeah. So a lot of people didn't because normal people aren't fucking weird, <laughs> freaky progressives like these people. So there is there is a thing with D and D where they want to change up terminology and they want to change up kind of how races and stuff are described and presented. And every once in a while on Twitter, someone will bitch about how oh orcs are described as bad or they have a certain temper because. So a lot of progressive types, you know, SJW types, they have difficulty distinguishing between fiction and reality. And when they hear about fictional races that aren't real and fictional universes that aren't real, they can't help but connect that to real things that could be similar to it. So the idea that races could be different <laughs> in a fictional setting, as far as like goblins and hobbits and halflings and tieflings and all that stuff, that's like bad to them. There, there, there's something wrong with that. There's a racist component, an actual racist component to that. And orcs are generally mm -hmm. the center of the discussion because everyone knows what an orc is. They're big and green and they hit things and ah, oh, they're evil. And so they're sort of like the poster child for this whole, we have to clean up how we talk about race in these fantasy settings. And that got a big track. It happened with Vampire the Masquerade. There was this big progressive push in that game as well. Like when I was doing the uh, vampire game with uh, Arch and Sargon and Dev and Uzulu and 
like the the owners of the company, even though it was one of the biggest games on the internet for that game, the company refused to like tweet our game out and stuff like that. And we were pretty much we we're basically disavowed by the company who made it. I think they're called like World of Darkness or something. And they have these big "Don't be a fascist" uh, warnings in front of the player guides. So it's what? just yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just one of these SJWs ruin everything they fucking touch. Don't let them in. <laughs> Gatekeep the shit out of the things that you love because they're gonna come and they're gonna ruin it. Wait, in so this wait, video is the proof I, of that. I need help. So there's a you get the book, like the mm -hmm. game guide, and the then you book, open yeah, page game. one and they're like, hey guys, let's talk about national socialism. Let me you know what? I, will just, I still have a book. copy. Wait. I have a copy of the rule book. Mm. Let me get it. Wait. So the so the publisher named World of Darkness is afraid of their player base delving into dark topics or, or okay, evil we'll, topics. I think World of Darkness is one of the games. I will. That's that's kind so of our I hard will, work. Here, like, let me post it for you. I have the rule book for Vampire the Masquerade. Hmm. Here we go. Mature right. content warning. For the past several decades, Vampire the Masquerade has addressed the darkness in the real world through horror stories. It has talked about AIDS, oh, capitalist no. exploitation, sexual predation, the resurgence of far-right political extremism, religious fanaticism, state and private surveillance, and many other issues. This version of the game does not shy away from any of the above, and any of the above, and we believe exploration of subjects like these is as valid in role-playing games as it is in other media, including a problematic subject in a storytelling game is not the same as glorifying it. And if you take the chance to explore it critically, it can be the exact opposite. So you see why us, in our game, we played as a bunch of Nazis, who were vampires, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and so that, that we weren't being too critical of the Nazis, because you guys would be very clear. Um, V5, which I assume is like the fifth edition of these rules or whatever, yeah. includes in-world references and expressions of the following. Sexual violence, political extremism, physical violence and gore, mind control, torture, abuse, imprisonment and kidnapping, racism, sexism, and homophobia, tame a few. It's a game about monsters. Why are you telling me this? You might be saying. Hmm? It's like a trigger warning, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like it? yeah, this is. This is a trigger warning for a game where you play as a vampire who sucks people's blood out of them. Yeah. Um, someone at your table is not familiar with this game. Someone at your table has dealt with some of these issues in real life. Someone at your table wants to know that you read this warning and know you will be considerate to them oh. as players oh. while putting their character uh, through the ring. Oh, wait. What? Uh, you know the DNA thing? Is, oh, wait. Okay, sorry, Rag. Which is sorry, like, sorry, like I get it. This is one of those, like, if there's someone at your table who was raped and Look, they don't want to... mature content warning? Wouldn't you just know that? Yeah, this... like, is it yeah you, you would think that, and, <laughs> and, it, and it should be on the person to be like, hey, you know, like, in, when I was young, I had this traumatic experience. Like, in the game, it's like, I just, you know, my bro, my, I just, it brings up really bad memories. Could you, could you not have that in your game? And that's between you and the DM, and you could choose to play with him or not. I don't know. Right, okay. Um, I see. In the appendix, you will find concrete techniques on how to handle different subjects in your game, and what an appendix it is, by the way, uh, in your game in a manner that is respectful to your players and their experiences. Calibrate beforehand which techniques your group wants to use. People have different needs, and not every method works for every person. This is a game about monsters, but it's only a game. Don't use it as an excuse to be a monster yourself. That's, oh, good God. God. That's okay. really... 
weird. I <laughs> really, I really hate things like this. I see it <laughs> a fair amount in tabletop mm -hmm. RPGs. But like all of things like this, and even just conversations people will have online about games they've had, seems to take place under the pretense that the DM and their players just don't talk to each other. Like you just randomly mm -hmm. meet and also... then. You set a date like a week from then, and then you will play then, and no one will speak to each other before that point. There's a little bit of a slightly different point, but I still find it, it annoys me. It always has. I know I've mentioned this one you've had before, but you know when they do racism, sexism, homophobia, which is like, so like bigotry. Why don't you just say that? Why, why, why do you have to make sure you name all of the individual ones? Is there ones you've missed? Better be careful. <laughs> And yeah. that sounds like a nitpick, but it kind of is. I think this this is all unnecessary. You just put a big letter R, and it's like, yeah, adult things can happen. So yeah, if you're not able to, we, to understand. That's why the system was invented. Rated you, you can't R. Just, it's adult content. You, you can't just idiot. use an umbrella term that encapsulates everything, because that makes it seems too... Small and impersonal. You got to pad it out with all the examples of the thing. Yeah, because of course, like, oh, look, I just want to take it to the next extreme. Look at all these facets are attacking you from every direction. Yeah, like, there's another thirteen of these you have to mention, otherwise people don't feel included that you didn't put their trauma in here. This is like, what the hell's <laughs> happening? This is all in character, of course. At the time of writing, the real world is currently inundated with far-right fascist ideologies being given free reign by well-meaning people who want to preserve civility. If you see people at your table opening up with alt-right talking points, we encourage you to shut that shit down. Oh my god. If you uncomfortable with the storyline in-game because what have ha what's happening out-of-game, use one of the techniques listed here. You are not obligated to tolerate fascist in-game or out-of-game. This game is what? a way to tell stories about understanding and perhaps fixing some of the darkness in our world. Use that to your advantage. I don't even... But how about Wait, you but don't what if... fucking tell me how I play my story? Also, am I allowed to dicks. have a fascist villain or no? So, oh, here's God, the thing. problematic. There's problematic. Gets my fucking jogging oh, dog and... You know what the best part about all of this is, fascists. Though? And they wouldn't tweet oh. us out. They basically disavowed our game. We, we <laughs> you, you weren't allowed to play it. There, there. It was there. Dev made a really great video on this, by the way. If you're not subscribed to Short Fat Ataka, you should be. Um, but the they the, the idea. It, well, here, let me put this into perspective. There are all of the references to fascism are here, and they just just ooze about how terrible it is and how there's fascists everywhere. And oh my god, Nazis, and you can't even in a fictional setting. You know. Because these people have no imagination and they're fucking horrible, unfun people. Um, there's only one usage of the word communism in this rulebook, and it is <laughs> de basically devoid of context in the sense of these um, uh, the vampires and things like that. They couldn't, you know, capitalism was a boon to vampires and stuff like that. <laughs> but so, like, yeah, they that. don't say anything bad about communism, but they just fucking gush because you know, fascism is the big new word. Everything's a fascist. Have they got any, um, people don't, whatever like that is. You got warnings for s radical centrism? Oh, I'd hope so. <laughs> well, that's just fascist. Uh, let me I'm take not a sure look, why. I don't, I don't, centrism I don't, doesn't appear. I'm not, I find it confusing, because, like, I'm not, when I read this, I'm like, so what is the game, what is the game suggesting? Like, I think they even have it here, like, what if somebody wants to put these, these parts in a story to, like, explore the topic? It's like, how, how, ex why, I'm not sure that it makes sense for the game to if you, be telling you what you what you ought to do or what well, yeah, you ought this, not yeah. do when you're trying to. It's saying this the is the kind of content you have to have. If you have talk, if you talk about like fascism in your game, then you are basically you have to 
because if you don't, you're immoral, and you and they outright say that you shouldn't <clears throat> play the game. You can't have sympathetic fascists in the game. You can't have you can't have fun in a fantasy setting and be the Nazis with the understanding that they're bad. But it's a video yeah. game, so <laughs> that's let's the have big fun. the big thing with fantasy, right? Like, so if your friend is like, "I'm going to become a crazy dick," I've literally been playing Evil Geniuses too. Do you know what you do in that game? <laughs> <laughs> you're an evil genius. You're an evil genius who <laughs> one of the side missions is you get money and rewards for this is to kill your teammates in front of other teammates. It's like the classic trope. <laughs> If you literally execute them, your team go, ah, oh my god, like, and, and you know, fear increases or respect or whatever. And you get money yeah. for it. And if someone was like, you need to call out fascist behavior when you see it, I feel like, um, I mean, it's not when, real, when people, you fucking idiot. When people are playing Grand Theft Auto, do they say you need to call out bank heist behavior when you see it? What is this? The best part about all of this to me is it's completely wasted ink because you can't stop people. I'm in a VTM game. Uh, I play with some friends, and one of my friends, he's playing a Nazi. You can't stop him. Well, <laughs> he's a Nazi uh, according to this, you, you they should stop him. Good. Should call that out here. They need that. Like, um, you remember the Gillette ad? They need someone in a D and D group to be like, "I want to be a Nazi," and then someone puts the, their hand on their shoulder and goes, "Bro." Nazis not. Nazis Pepsi. are bad. Okay, <clears throat> you shouldn't choose to play as a Nazi. And and this all for this is all under the assumption that we're playing as vampires, <laughs> but Nazis. That's a step too far. <laughs> vampires right. are pretty chill. <clears throat> Nazis are evil, but vampires are okay. <laughs> you, you have to suck blood out of things to survive, and you're part of this underground, horrific, terrible, evil cult of ageless vampire essentially liches and you're pulling the strings on humanity and you view them as literal lesser creatures but just don't be a nazi that would be evil what if, that's what if, you're, what, if you're, what if you're playing it straight as like a piss take you know what i mean like well yeah there's, there's so much exactly you're playing they, they can't stop you <laughs> also like the Nothing worrying logic as well of like you got to call out fascist behavior it's like who's deciding which things are fascist and which aren't by the way <laughs> it always, it's a fun little box mm -hmm. that gets all kinds of things yeah. thrown in and thrown out it's like this whole thing in all kinds of media you just want to i don't want to create a bad guy like a racist we, we talked about this in the uh the the boys season two one it's like oh she's like incredibly racist but she doesn't say any slurs in the whole yeah, series she's a but cartoon. she kills everyone it's like what <laughs> Because our sensibility is so fucked right now, we can watch someone have their hands broken, front. strangled to death, but we can't yeah. say the N word. Can't, can't say slurs because, like, it's like everywhere. It's like, oh, you want to do like a bigot? You can't tell slurs. It's like, why not? Like, well, that would be fascist. <laughs> that would be bad. Like, why is it okay if I kill those people on screen, but don't call them a bad name? It's like, yeah, you could show planets being destroyed, <laughs> but don't say the N word. <laughs> You just hear them shouting it as the planet gets destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> Echoes around space. <laughs> no. Uh, Do you guys see that that meme? Uh, this this girl comes home and she sees her boyfriend playing this VR game and she films him and she's like bashing this avatar's head against the wall just over and over, just smashing his brains <laughs> out. It's just covered in blood and like there's text on the meme that says like, "Oh my god, I dated a psychopath." <laughs> and it's just like you can't control how people are gonna play your game, right? Some people oh, are gonna totally do, isn't yeah, fuck well, people crazy have the shit just to, to see, just to see if they can break the game, you know, a lot of the times. <clears throat>
Just, people just like, want to live out crazy fantasies and do crazy shit that isn't real because they recognize it isn't real and they're doing it because they know it isn't real. Yeah, right. Like healthy people can distinguish between fantasy and reality in a way that these people just can't. They have to tie it all together. It has to be a weapon that they could use in some manner. It's just another thing that they can infect and ruin. Yeah, an, an alternative mm. tier that we've kind of covered as well. It's just the, the comedic one where... A, a, a similar meme to the one you just mentioned is like a guy who's playing VR. Uh, the uh, what's it called? The um, the one where you play songs and you hit blocks and stuff. Beat Saber. Um, yeah, Beat Saber. Beat Saber. Yeah. So he's he's uh, kneeling down and just sweeping over and over again, and then it's like, oh, let me reset, and it plays, and it's just the fucking opening of the scene of Revenge of the Sith, which says, "Master Skywalker, there's too many." Of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you're laughing at dead children. Yeah, no, it was always like that's fascist behavior. Children, or something. Yeah, it's like oh my god. Uh, but you know, um, well, the funny part about this, I think, is that there might be a level of like they don't even believe in it, but they have to say it uh, to make sure they don't get slapped by everything else. Everyone's getting slapped sure by. There's, mm. sure there's plenty of people, mm. yeah, who are who feel trapped in these places, and they just got to yeah, go along I, with it. I guess what I'm finding is that for people like a lot, a lot of people like the Empire, like as a as a, a faction in Star Wars. Like I remember one of the big complaints about Battlefront Two was that people felt like they were lied to that they were going to get an Empire POV story and they didn't get it. It's like yeah, you it, were in the Empire for like a, a a mission, and then you just completely swap sides. Yeah, but I, I guess what I'm getting to is that a lot of people like to just like play as the bad guys sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun, and um, and of course it's yeah. totally fine because people can differentiate between like reality and fantasy. People can be like, "Well, yeah, I know these are the bad guys, but like, yeah. it's fun." Wanna, so these people are communists, and communists aren't people. I wanted to highlight um, <laughs> uh, someone in chat said it's like Space Jam 2's trailer, where uh, or well, the film, I guess, in total. They've uh, what they've done for Lola, and then re I think they've removed Pepe Le Pew now, right? Like he's just gone. Yeah, I think so. Um, so those things happen, but Clockwork Orange is referenced in there. Like, have you, <laughs> have you fucking seen that movie, guys? Like, it's not exactly. Yeah. Uh, hmm. yeah. It's, it's got a better Clockwork Orange has a better moral message than Pepe Le Pew. Okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think we all said oh, we were talking about content. censoring content so well the uh, the positive yeah, message in that movie is behind not. its cynicism i think right oh well so it you is definitely interpret it. it's just funny to get rid of uh this character who is is like super forward with women and often gets pushed back compared to a clockwork orange which is vastly associated with like brainwashing and rape you're just like hmm right or yeah. careful thing and like, i don't know <laughs> it's like hey look clockwork orange how cool <laughs> that's just that's just an example of how like this shit's going on at the same time as trying to resurrect childhood memories for money is going on at the same time. I say oh, childhood memories are Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. You know what I mean? Nostalgia, I guess. Do you think they'll remake Clockwork Orange? <laughs> like, I hope not. Be... Probably not. Yeah, oh, let's they wouldn't leave be able that one to alone. depict a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I don't think they'd be able to depict a lot of the stuff in there. I also feel as though that's one progressively they, acceptable way. Even they would, they would be like remaking 2001 A Space Odyssey. Be like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't remake it, you just leave it alone. But then again, I would probably want to say the same for A New Hope, and they'll probably remake A New Hope eventually. Probably. Really I sad. think anything is on the table, anything that was well beloved, yeah. they're, they're coming for it. I mean, look at what has been kicked off with all these live-action Disney remakes. They're making so much money. 
Ultraviolence yeah. is okay, and they, but Pepe they, is too far. No, they're going back, just censoring everything in in post. Actually, even it's censored. happening with, uh, it's, it's happening with uh, WWE right now. They have, they have like a huge new contract with Peacock as the station, I think. And they run their, their network through the Peacock network now in the US. And Peacock's like, oh, we got to review all your content, which is 17,000 hours of content. And going to uh, cut out whatever is deep controversial these days here's a real here's a real mm -hmm. scary idea what happens when they create an ai that it's their sole job is to go through old content and tweak it <laughs> and make changes to it and get rid of the stuff that the computer itself decides is not and it's, uh, cannot be included it's anymore. everywhere too game grumps episodes get deleted because uh oh no they, yeah. say, they say game awards <laughs> while they're gaming which oh, should be totally awards. okay because that is the context <laughs> in which game awards are at home but oh well. Um, yeah. I figure it only gets worse as time goes on. Going away, tick by tick. Lots of things getting wiped out, which is... We're, we're all this left, guys. We'll say all the Game Awards. Yeah. Um, Flangus. <laughs> Flangus. The internet needs Don't a renaissance. Also, fucking, like, oh. nine people added me. They did remake A New Hope. It was called The Force Awakens. You know what I mean? Thank I don't mean, you. Like, Thank I, you. Thank you. I mean, much. they will call it Star Wars A New Hope, it'll cast all new characters, it'll have Luke being really shit, like, that'll be the movie. And it, Leia be really will be bad. the best. She'll be fucking the most insane, amazing character that ever lived. She'll be the Jedi. <laughs> and Han won't do I, any womanizing whatsoever. Like Captain Han, Marvel of Star Wars. Han will be really uh. clean. He'll be like, it is good that I am a hero. I will help people, even though my, my past is murky. No romantic interest, <laughs> and if there is a romantic interest, it will absolutely be started by the woman who makes the first step. Well, it'll be it'll be nice and ready for family cons consumption, right? Um. Anyway, there was a video. Uh, let us let us check it out. I suppose just oh, before, yeah. So what what is our commentary for orcs? What what's what's the so orcs uh, orcs uh, revelation should be exterminated on site. The problem is, it, I guess, yeah. we have to figure out what. Um, what 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 fiction we're going with first, right? That's going to be the, the problem. Is I think the only one that we're all going to be very familiar with is going to be Lord of the Rings, because uh, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. I think all of us are and different. The allegory they're making with Lord of the Rings is well, hilariously yeah. inaccurate. That's the conversation they're especially for up, Lord of the Rings, which I got sent all kinds of articles, but most human beings don't know about this, which is orcs are bad because they seem to be sentient. Also, they're evil as a whole, and they're always like wiped out by the good guys. Meaning, allegorically, you could say there are species in the world, or races, that are evil from the get-go, and you shouldn't be portraying that because that's wrong. The thing for me is that um, I'm not sure I quite understand exactly. Oh, oh God! Gracious, metal! Ah. You started talking about races, and the Germans started to <laughs> block his communications. What? You, sound, you sound like a bum. Merkel's in your microphone. Just <laughs> stop talking about orcs. Um, <laughs> Mel, you sound poopy. I hope he's okay. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, I guess the infection spread Wait. from rags to bell, because uh, who's, who's next, I suppose? I'm free! Yeah. Uh, all I was going to say is that Lord of the Rings doesn't go too in-depth with what exactly... Uh, I'm not including the books right now, of course. Um, exactly what they are. They are creatures that seem to be under the will of Sauron, which is how I kind of interpreted it, that they have their own sort of specific individual 
sort of characteristics, as in some are more aggressive, some are less, some are more intelligent, some are less, some are more uh, invested in certain things than others. The Urukai that Saruman makes, they're like 100% on Saruman's team, while the orcs seem to just be like, we're evil, but um, we're willing to eat the hobbits. You know, you know I'm going mean? to be evil my way. Yeah, um, but it always came across to me, like I, I guess I took this for granted a little bit. Um, I thought that Sauron had like a general spell over them, like, like a, a sort of they are essentially going to be doing his bidding no matter what because they're a lower life form. They're just like something that... Or, or... <gasps> lower life form? I mean... I didn't, I didn't oh. you know. Oh. <laughs> I suppose I should de define what lower means. I guess just lower functionality. I don't even know. Uh, like, like trolls, shorter? though. Uh, um, trolls are supposed to be like wild and, and and whatever, but like Sauron's influence can make them join his army, sort of thing. Uh, that's that's what I got from the movies. Uh, the the Urukai is supposed to be like are orcs corrupted elves with more lore to back them up? I think so. Something like that. And then when you get into did. Weren't they elves that lived in like an unforthright or like, you know, uh, sinful things. way and th their punishment or something is like they get resurrected as these like hobbit fodder. So they're like what the Mormons used to think black people were? <laughs> I don't know. Um, the, oh. if, this is the thing. Without all these specifics, you can't really make a judgment on whether or not it makes sense um, and that it could exist this way. Uh, the thing that I think is trying to get pointed out is that they are sentient life that are always going to choose to do evil things, in which case they're not really that sentient at that point. If they're, they're more like drones, they're always going to do bad stuff. Are they, mm -hmm. are they always know what the bad stuff is and do it anyway, or do they not? Like, this is the, this is the problem. I don't really know enough about orcs to be able to even draw these allegories out, because I don't really know what they are as creatures in the movie, but they're... They're the bad guys. And I would actually argue there's not really many circumstances in Lord of the Rings where the bad guys, like, capture and execute them because they're evil, quote-unquote. It's more so they're attacking them and they defend themselves from them. Hmm. Which, in yeah. that case, it doesn't really matter if they're good or bad. You go, you're going to fight back. Hi, so uh, yeah. Metal. Yeah, I'm so flimpy now. I don't yeah. know what happened. I'm making a little muffin. Everyone got upset. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Talking orcs were bred from elves by Morgoth. They were literally made as a foil to Valar, elves, and men. They are basically anti-humanity. Um, oh. The anti-human equation? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, the, the thing about that is just the, there's a curiosity in terms of mechanics, how they work, because um, there's a lot of entities, I think, across fiction that are... Um, like Daleks is kind of where I'd probably go first. They're like creatures that are genetically modified to desire purity, and all that's pure is a Dalek, so they kill everything that isn't Daleks. And if someone was like, that's evil, but they're all evil. And it's like, um, mm -hmm. sure, but like, they're all, they were made that way. And in a yeah. fiction where you can create species like that, is this a right. problem? Here's... I don't know. Right. Yeah, you can pity it... something for being evil again, and it doesn't have a choice in the matter, but, you know, it is what it is. One of the things I think is key with this is that in fiction, uh, it's okay to have a character or group of characters be a one-dimensional representation of just a simple idea or thing. In, in this case, like evil. Like sometimes it's in fiction, it's okay to have the good guys and the bad guys very clear cut so you can more effectively make a central point clear. 
you know, whatever the theme is of your story. It depends what you're trying to do, right? Like what kind of Mm -hmm. game are you making? What kind of story are you telling? What's the Mm -hmm. theme of it? And my fans kind of make fun of me sometimes because whenever I say theme, it's like they make fun of me like it's some kind of meme word. It's like it is a a serious thing. Okay, it actually (laughs) it's important. Themes are like orcs, ladies and jelly beans. (laughs) It's an important thing. I want to anyway, go go ahead. Sorry. No worries. Uh, It's in that I think any kind of racial allegory in Lord of the Rings specifically is immediately defeated because the stronger reading and the one that's more supported is that they're an allegory regarding industrialization and, you know, the future. Because the, oh, the well, orcs, going the orcs like, they're, they're very industrialized, mechanized. We get all kinds of scenes, you know, them burning forests in huge mm-hmm. pits, building, you know, weapon after weapon, that kind of thing. So it's they're much less a representation in any racial sense, and they're more a representation in, you know, that kind of sense of the loss sense. of a romantic, yeah, a social sense of loss of the romantic ideal of you know the past i thought you were going down a different right. route i thought you were going to talk about how the much stronger reading of the lord of the rings is that we need to cooperate with other races well that and that well, generally our bigotry against right. other races is shown um, to be a bad thing in the books and this is where the problem of allegory comes in because someone will go see dwarves and men and elves wizards and hobbits are all representative of you know, white, black, Asian, everything you can come up with, coming together, right. defeating evil. But then someone else goes, well, then why not include the orcs? You saying black people can't be a part of uniting? And, and you're then like, at that you're point, like, you're like, that's a bit Freudian, buddy. Well, yeah, this, <laughs> is, this is the thing. You're like, where? why did we decide that orcs are black people? Holy fuck. Like, what, why, why, can't, why can't orcs represent the struggles in life? Like, why do they have to be black people? What the hell? It's it's the progressive mask once again slipping, where they have to see race and everything, and they have this victimization complex, and they have to yeah. find some way to do it. That's just how that's how they think. It's it's the uh, correct me if I'm using it incorrectly, but uh, isn't this like the, the horseshoe thing? Where you, in, in by going one direction so far, you ended up back where you were trying to mm-hmm. fight. Kind of, yeah. Um, yeah, it's the idea that the further you go to the extreme, you end up being basically the same as your enemies. Oh, there's that video, right, where it's like the racist and the progressive are the same person or whatever. <laughs> they, <laughs> they keep agreeing with each other's ideas. It's, uh, <laughs> like, like uh, black people need to be taken away from like society because you know, without specifying reason, then someone's like, yeah, there should be places where only black people are allowed to go, and they're like, oh my god, that's a great idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> I go, we're gonna give them their own bathrooms and their own drinking fountains. It'll be great. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I think that's, that's the, the, we've pretty much addressed probably the core of the video, but now we will listen to them uh, break it down so that we will we will stop misunderstanding, because this is going to be the video <laughs> to really get it across. Unless uh, there was anything else anyone wanted to say? Oh Just, yeah, they have... I think so. They have stop. a word for it. Like, I remember this thread on Twitter where she used black-coded. Orcs are black-coded. I'm uh, like, what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Like, yeah, I, can, I mean I've, that one is newish. Uh, code like not newish in terms of a word that can get used to mean so, but it's newer in like literally an, uh, literary analysis for like modern sort of 
dare, dare I say, colloquial video essay discussions. Um, funnily enough, the reason this has come up before is I, I've heard uh, EFAP has been coded as uh, like 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 my videos and what we do on EFAP is uh, very like anti-black and women coded. What? Like that's what it was described <laughs> as. And okay. Fringy, what How could you, Mahler? <laughs> well, it's the thing. I was just like, oh, I trusted you. But like, it, fuck that word because all it means is. I think that's what they're doing, and if I say it this way, right. it sounds a lot more smart. So that, that, that <laughs> wants to associate. Fucking hell! The fuck? <laughs> like, well, like, I don't understand <laughs> the world that we live in anymore. It's uh, as far as I like, because uh, it's it's relatively new to me as well. But like, um, I as far as I knew, allegory was still the 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 fine word to use. We didn't need coded. Coded is like, uh, you allegory just have a bunch of a word for them. You have a bunch of shapes, and you know one of them is slightly misshapen, and then the rest of the shapes are like it's cool. You can still <laughs> hang out with us, shape that is different from us, and we're like, oh, I understand how this is coded. And then someone else like, like well, coding no, it's is an like you're trying to hide it, right? Like um, an yeah. allegory is like you're suggesting you're 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 encouraging people to see the parallel between the story you're telling and some other thing. Like a coded thing is like it's, you're trying to slip it under the radar. That might Am be, I getting that right? I that know. might be the connotation. I thought that it was pretty much just something could be coded with purpose <laughs> to, to give a particular message across that you think is a positive one. Um, mm -hmm. But it might be that coded is the spooky allegory. Right. You're trying to, you're like, you know, black people are bad. Anyway, yeah, Lord of the Rings is really cool because the orcs get killed. <laughs> and I really like that. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> The yeah. dwarves are Welsh. Oh, so it's basically that South Park episode where when you go to musicals and they tell you to give your husband a blowjob. So, <laughs> yeah. Basically. Um, you should never have made that Black Panther video. I had no idea what was going to happen when I made it. I thought I was just annoyed. <laughs> the film wasn't good. I didn't realize that's what would happen. But yeah. Um. Alright then. Let us continue. Now not to worry, this episode isn't going to be just another member of the chorus talking about how if all orcs in a game are blindly evil, that it's racist. Instead, we want to discuss how that particular choice is simply bad game design. Yeah, oh, so you when sneaky they little fuckers. Go on then. <laughs> yeah, they, so when they say we're not going to just be part of the chorus on that, it's not a chorus, it's, it's a very select few amount of fucking crazy, insane, racist people on the left who say this. But um, this... They'll say that, but they'll also use this video that's built upon that proposition as essentially true. It assumes that it's true, and it builds everything that it is on that idea. So it's like, we're not saying it, but it <laughs> kind of has to be the way things are for this video to even begin to make any level of sense. Yeah, they're just so, cheating right. moving on. Um, just gonna keep on moving today. I didn't say what you did was bad. I said what you were doing isn't good. <laughs> or neutral. It's the other one. That's probably copyright. Thanks so much to NordVPN for sponsoring today's episode. Good job to take control of you. Another banger. Dude, they sponsor They're really cranking out a lot of videos, aren't they? They sponsor everything. Who cares? NordVPN. Hey, guys. I want to tell you about NordVPN. This is really good. Yeah. Get a huge discount on a two-year plan and get one month free. Use code extra credits at nordvpn.com slash extra credits. Sweet. Real quick up like They must have sponsored so many channels. You can probably just type a random word in the fucking URL and you just get a discount. Please welcome James Mendez Hodes, who guest wrote the 
James Mendes Hodes. Jade's Men right James Mendes Hodes. So, so apparently that guy co-wrote this uh, this video, and I looked him up, and he wrote like a huge essay about uh, something. About this? Uh, it was pretty yeah. weird. Yeah, so James Mendes Hodes, uh, he has his own blog, and he has his own YouTube channel, and I'd like us to watch one of it. Just listen to one of his videos very quick. It's only a minute and a half. But it is so very insanely informative, and it will enlighten everyone going forward with this orc video. He makes a lot of videos about orcs and fantasy, and he does the oh, whole no. Tolkien was racist thing, oh, and all of this stuff is bad thing. He's just the most unfun, miserable person you could imagine, who has this <laughs> obsession with race in fictional settings, almost specifically orcs. Um, so... I'm going to post this, and I guess anyone could pop this in the watch together. No, well, wait, do you, are we doing that now or after this one? Well, we can just listen to it. It's just a minute and 23 seconds. So we're, we're so only I 45 seconds in just for reference for, for this one. Yeah, we're 45 we seconds in. So I, I, I okay. think this is an interesting thing for us to watch really quick. Seeing my uh, friends and acquaintances struggle. So he he wrote or at least co-wrote the video we're going to watch. This is yeah. he's the writer of the video. He's the guest writer. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Let us let's get some context before we jump right in. Seeing my friends and acquaintances struggle to explain why we feel so strongly about orcs to people who vehemently disagree, I thought I'd try rephrasing my orcticals most important point in language which both sides, since evidently now there are sides, could accept. If you feel the way I do, and you can't get through to someone, perhaps these words will help you. This, then, is the most important thing I can say about orcs. Okay. If we play a game, and how you or the game talk about orcs reminds me how racists talk about me... What? <laughs> well, uh... Alright, I should let it just carry on. <laughs> memories of racism yeah. distract me, and I cannot enjoy the game. If you like, call it a me problem, not a you problem. If you want that kind of game, cool, I just won't join you. You'll be better off without me, I'll be better off without you, not calling you racist or evil, just stating a preference. But it's better we discuss this now rather than midway through the game, yeah? Never mind Tolkien history or theory, that's the most important point. Of course I have other thoughts, explained in the articles, about depicting orcs in a way which tells people who fight racism daily you care more about our experience than consistency or balance. But if your interlocutor can't or won't respect a creative preference based on an inalienable experience of oppression, block them. They haven't reached a level of empathy we would expect from most children, and that you're not getting paid enough to teach. Oh my god. So children's understanding of empathy is much lesser and less respectable than an adult human's, just FYI. Yeah, this is... Children this have empathy. Is, so this like... tells you everything you need to know about this person and how they view this entire topic right. and how they view essentially just, their existence. I'm trying to figure out what what I could say about orcs that would remind <laughs> someone about the racist things that they get well, this I'm, I'm yeah, This is the byproduct. Here, so this is what happens when you tell people their race is who they are. Their race is their identity. It's their most it, it is the manifestation of them as a person. That's their race. When you have this focus on race constantly, all the time, it creates people like James Mendez Hodes, who can't not ever see it. If even you, in if a you... totally fictional world and fictional universe. It has to all Ooh. come back to me in my either real or imagined racial oppression. And what this means is that as we got towards the end of the, this little statement here, it allows him to make 
confidently incredibly strong moral judgments on your character because mm. in your fictional setting you have orcs uh, you have orcs in a particular way so that is that is a character judgment he can make on you as a person yeah and he clearly did he because just said, you want your world to be that way he was like you don't have the empathy of a child it's like thanks um first of yeah, all you have to put can i say that orcs aren't real and what he's saying is nice psychotic it's, it's well i'm curious how far this stretches because if if we agreed with him and we we're like yeah you know what no more orcs and then we, we carry on playing different ips and we're like oh no the flood i guess they gotta go yeah they're kind of evil uh -huh. right and then and i wonder if he would be like yeah yeah true they gotta go it's like cool they're out um oh no predator is he evil <laughs> He's just hunting people for sport. That's pretty evil. And he's like, yeah, he's got to go. It's like, right. He's gone. I guess, but, oh my God. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, not every game is fucking Mass Effect or like civilization <laughs> yeah. where yeah. it's actually that important to like understand the complexity of each of the different oh races. Like, sometimes you just need bad guys, kill them all, oh, the like Doom or something. Mm. I don't need the to know the morality too. of like the fucking demons with rocket launchers. It's just like, <laughs> kill them all. It's like, that's it's that oh, shit. Yeah, well, doom. Doom well, is let's have a well is actually do do well doom is interesting right because the humans went to hell to exploit the resources of hell to fuel their own technology it's almost like an alley for <laughs> colonialism <laughs> oh no what do you say yeah but but the demons well the demons they the demons had i guess in the doom lore huh in the doom lore <laughs> like eons before the events of doom there was all of these hell fights and hell wars that the hell denizens and demons fought against people who weren't evil so <laughs> fuck you be just, evil. they're just evil they're, well, yeah, the, they're they're just bad i was more appealing to the, the concept of demons it's like demons are usually characterized by like oh no an evil thing like it's gonna do evil things uh there are different yeah. ips that take a demon and they make it more complicated than simply evil but a lot mm -hmm. of fucking content is just like no the demon is the evil faction you're like right yeah satan yeah. is irredeemably evil canonically in the lore you know he's he's evil he he's not gonna he can't redeem himself he's not gonna redeem himself he doesn't want to he never even could if he did want to mm -hmm. he's just an evil bastard and i just like this idea there's a big room filled with different tabletop things and james mendez hosts like what are you guys playing it's like lord of the rings like oh, okay anyway uh what are you guys playing halo oh, fuck you. that uh what are you guys playing doom <laughs> oh, fuck that well none of you can be my friends it leaves what are you guys playing mario oh that's no we yeah can't. i can't no, wait the goombas didn't have a chance choice the did Koopas they? didn't yeah how does he find enjoyment in anything well, I don't know that it's possible if you're working through this lens. <laughs> like, maybe those like... Goombas were pacifists and they had families. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe the reason why they're upset is because Mario's been, you know, the Mushroom Kingdom's been building factories in Goomba land. Um, and they've <laughs> been employing them. And, and the Goombas have tried to un unionize, but Peach published uh, ads that tried to disincentivize <laughs> them from unionizing. Damn it, Bowser. Yeah, Bowser uh, was just... Um, he was just the person that all the oppressed Goombas rallied behind to fight against so this mushroom what, what oppression. What happened was that the Coopers they they do mining. Um, or I mean, you know, the Hammer Bros have the hammers and stuff. So there was a mine collapse, um, sometime, 
and and uh, Bowser tried to coordinate rescue efforts, but Princess Peach didn't give a shit because it's just numbers, you know. She doesn't really <laughs> give a shit about the people, and so really, those aren't even really people when you get down. Well, to it. as far as far as she's concerned, yeah. And so Bowser is really upset, and he he's basically formed. I don't know. I guess it's like the like Bowser is, you know. I'm trying to think of what that would what that would lead to. I want to find an interesting story for Bowser's villain backstory. Maybe he's the hero after all, and and like and Mario is an allegory for just the way that countries just Will throw please. men into wars to you know <laughs> to just disposable wars to stop the people Dying over there again and again and again and again. Yeah, <laughs> and for what? For what? For capitalism? That's what. Brad <laughs> needs to learn points. standpoint theory. Satan is just misunderstood. No, Satan is evil. <laughs> Satan is evil, and he, he has to point. be evil. Yeah, That's the you... whole idea. He's evil. If if you ever have like, Satan they're, being they're... like non-evil or complicated, it's because you're trying to subvert what we understand to be Satan. That's like yeah, you're you're writing in your fan fiction for the mythology. Satan's fucking evil. He didn't have a choice in the matter. He was gonna do what he was gonna do. That's why he was created. Which mm -hmm. is Sorry, lame. that's how it is. Yeah, poor Satan. Sympathy for the devil, dare I say? Pat him on the this head. Cat sitting over here. This cat over to the left. He's like, "Fuck me, dude!" Like, just <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> yeah. All righty. Forty-three seconds in. Hour and forty. Yay! Mendez, who guest wrote this episode? Thanks so much, Mendez. Much of the recent conversation on orcs points out that characterizing a whole species in your game as ugly, warlike, and malevolent might be harmful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now, boy, now, here so we go. This, this is so Freudian. This is the most Freudian uh, image. Warlike ever like and malevolent. Oh Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. This is the image that you got to see today. This is like did, this is, this the, is most... the first thing I saw. About He's got this better video. tips than she does. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. for Weekend Warrior. Look at I think you're trying to say with this picture. I don't understand something. It's, I, it's so Freudian. Yeah, they, they made a major mistake so with up. this one. Yeah. Like, um, well, they they they're showing the slide because they're trying to visualize the point that this isn't what their video is about, right? So this is why they're showing this slide but then as the video goes on like you were saying before about, yeah. they allude to basically the same point that they were saying it's not yes but like it's the to lot we're totally not saying this guys but our video relies on this being the case right because yeah because this video is about if if there were no people who unironically thought this image was a you know a real thing this video yeah. wouldn't exist i want a, a story about an orc barista now I like the idea of that. <laughs> or a hairdresser, trying make, yeah. Trying to make it in the big city, you know, making all these copies, but he wants to write a screenplay. Um, but yeah, I can tell. So it's so awkward to listen to that first season. It's just like, Jesus Christ. I don't know who the fuck game. is thinking that, by the way. Like, when they see an orc. Yeah, so, yeah I think of elderly black women <laughs> sipping coffee. <laughs> <laughs> As ugly, warlike, and malevolent might be harmful to real-world groups, regularly mischaracterized as ugly, warlike, and malevolent. Jesus. However, this video isn't that. Though, if you want more on that discussion, Mendez breaks it down wonderfully. See, see, so he just said, like, we're not doing that, but that is valid. And it's like, what? And also, 
also Mahler. We're not doing that. But over on James Mendez's <laughs> channel, you could he breaks it down amazingly, all of these concepts. But it's not us, but you should totally go to James's channel and his, his blogs, and you should read all of his fucking leftist drivel about orcs. <laughs> well, hey, By man. the way, don't go to his channel. It's shit. It's not even entertainingly bad. He's a... Bore. It's important in case you enjoyed Lord of the Rings. That's what you need. You need help. Okay, stop it. Wonderfully, <laughs> over on his website. When your video is 480i, you need to maybe get a new camera. <laughs> yeah, least. that in the description. Sorry. But here we're going to talk about something related. Right. Why characterizing a group like this in your game? Dragons aren't always characterized as evil. Yeah, you've got a skeleton, a devil, an orc, and a dragon. Um. I'll, I guess I'll, it's yeah, just like basic symbolic depictions of evil yeah, things. I right, but yeah. I, I would I would actually agree that like skeletons and devils and orcs, I'm mostly okay with it. Dragons are often dragons are portrayed bad. as good. Dragons guys. are all over the place. Yeah. 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 Dragons Game are good. Can bad be lazy and... at best oh. and at worst, actively harmful to the worlds you're creating. Alright. Which is sort of the point, okay. isn't it? Of an evil race. Well, they're what an odd point to bring up is like, yeah. guys, that oh. an evil race can be actively harmful to the world you're in. Is like, yeah. I'm sure he means Duh. from a consistency standpoint. Are you sure? Yes, because <laughs> it would be a retarded thing to say that like they might hurt your heroes. <laughs> like, like, yep, yeah. they might do. They're literally. The th I think yeah. the image sort of is in. It's you know. You just Maybe said that they be. were representative symbols in the past slide. How is this not the same thing? This represents the idea that I think that they said, it's... which is retarded. But I don't think they're smart enough to. I see. Here's the thing. I don't think that extra credits is smart. I think that they <laughs> think they're smart. Oh, well. as somebody's mentioned, uh, was it uh, what was the name of the the Sir Dan from Medieval? He's a little skeleton man, and he's a hero. Well, the, this sure. thing, there are I don't even know that I want to put skeletons in that list, to be honest with you. I feel like there are a decent amount of stories hey man, with there are skeletons. Demons there are good skeletons good in uh, Divinity. There are good guy demons in, in Buffy and Skull Angels. Skullduggery, the, the skeleton man detective. Uh, what was he again? It's been a while since I read that book. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> when designing a game's world and populating it with fictional species, a designer might be tempted to differentiate them from one another by certain inalienable qualities, like their... So you have to though. So, well, I, I, would. I, I think I think this would well, be a how good it... point to add in right now is that I personally find it really boring to to do uh to do um morally aligned like species and races. I definitely like elves prefer, always like, good, orcs always bad. Well, like I, one of the things, yeah, like if I were ever doing one of these things, I don't think I'd ever want to have like just the evil, because I always find it interesting to explore the idea of like, what if we actually look at the POV of like the bad guy minions and humanize the bad guy minions, but I recognize that like if you're doing something like Star Wars or, or uh, you know, like some big broader rings. story, it's often a lot, yeah, it's it's easier to have a big amalgamation of bad guys because it means that you don't have to deal with the moral consequences of killing things. Like, I mean, Avengers is a good example, right? The Chitauri are just these evil aliens, so you don't have to worry about the heroes beating them up because they're basically evil. But, yeah, like, I personally robots. would prefer it if people were... If we had more fantasy worlds and stuff where we actually tried to not do the moral alignment, not because I think that there's any bad real-world implications, but more so just because I don't find it as personally interesting. Generally in... Multiple alignments in a, in a single species or race. Yeah, I think, I think it's for a writing standpoint, drama. it's more interesting. interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Which, if, I if think you have in like a hack and slash game, you just you just need like, the bad guys. Yeah. Bad guys. Like this guy's evil because uh, born evil. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Well, generally, there, there's plenty of room for both. If you have you have all these ra if you have a setting, you don't want to make it too small, and you have all these races, and you can have everything from you you can have the orcs, and they have I don't know maybe they're you, you use like a like a nomadic kind of template for them going from place to place, moving around. They're less centralized, and you know they they're doing their own thing. They're not evil, but you also have like zombies, or you have some you you can have both essentially you can have the evil creatures and all of their unique aspects especially how it relates to combat and problem solving for your players and you can have those segments where you don't have to worry about the morality of killing the 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 bugs or the spiders or the zombies or the mm. the dark spirit skeletons or what what have you that's just for you know you problem solving and tactics and things like that but then you also have okay, we came across this other race, and they're not actually just evil. There's plenty of room. Yeah, for maybe both. they have like an evil mm -hmm. government, and yeah, well, you know, or a evil institutions belief systems. It shouldn't be assumed to be a contradiction. Rather, we just don't have the information. So, for example, if you have humans, humans two, humans three, and they're, they're just these three big civilizations across a really big world, and all of humans three fight for Sauron, while the rest of us band against him. And it's like, humans 3 are the same as humans 2 and 1, like, in every single way, so why are they all fighting for him? Is that a contradiction? Shouldn't there be some that don't, or some, and it's like, I guess we just don't know, or spell has been cast, or they've yeah. been given so much propaganda that they see us as we see them. Like, there's all these different stories you could run with, but, like, the idea that for the sake of my story, humans 3 are fighting with Sauron, we have to stop them. Like the, um, the Easterlings in, um, in Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. We don't go, wait, I want to know why the Easterlings fight for Sauron. It's like, this is a world stage. All kinds of factions are fighting for all kinds of reasons that we can't get into yeah, right sure now. Yeah, sure they have their reasons. Um, this reminds me of the prequels. When Wasn't it Cosmo Variety Hour who said, like, we don't even know why the planets are joining the CIS? Like, you can assume... We cannot get into why every single planet is doing everything they do. Uh, yeah. We have vague sort of uh, ideas from Count Dooku and different characters about, like, the state of the world. Yeah, we have references a lot of things. to... Yeah, we have references to the Republic and how it's not all that great all the time and how, you know, this, that, and the other thing. You could, it's pretty clear that you could draw some lines and, yeah, and confer then some things. The alternate idea is you have a drone or a or a type of animal or, or creature that has been modified to be unable to do anything but fight for the bad guys or whatever. So you don't need more meaningful reasons. You just go, that's, the, that's all they can do. They don't, they don't know anything else because of the way they've been, like Cybermen from... Uh, from Doctor Who again. I don't know why my examples mm -hmm. are coming from Doctor Who, but the, obviously it's just <laughs> humans converted cybernetically. I mean, the Borg would be um, another example, Borg, right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's just dependent a... on what's going on. And, and to assume the worst, like, orcs are thinking creatures that are all evil from the get-go, which is a contradiction. I should be like, why have you assumed all of this? Where, where did you get all this from? Mm -hmm. I don't think mm. they're even. I don't think they're even talking about that, though, Muller. I think it's more simple and reductive than that. Like, I'm not sure that we're talking about story consistency or potency or anything like that. Well, I assume it's that's what this is. Frame. Like, orcs are morally aligned to be evil, and they're like, "That's that's Dumbus." Because well, I I guess I mean if Dumbus, if yeah, you want like... to make them that way in your story, <laughs> sure. Well, obviously we'll listen to their argument first. I'm just I'm sort of just trying to counter expected ones. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't think we can call it a problem until we know more specifics about how they manage to be mm -hmm. that way and what they are. Someone in chat said, like, didn't Saruman say they were, like, uh, tortured elves or whatever? And then even with that, that's just not enough, right? It's like, what does that mean? What what happened to them? Why why are they the way that they are exactly? And what does it mean for them going forward? Could they ever 
fight for man? It's like, I don't think so, from what we're shown. Um, because like their brains are decomposed or something, and they're but they get re-inhabited, but with their old corrupted souls or something. It's just I figure the easy answer is that Sauron's got a really strong control over them, and the rings. Oh, okay. Like they they want power, and to make Sauron win is to have the most power. Why Saruman joins? Yeah. Him. Saruman's not even a, a an orc. He's he's a he's a wizard. He's a white wizard. Yeah, that's the well, thing, right? Like to. To go back to the racial thing, like the the orcs in Lord of the Rings. I mean, I'm no Lord of the Rings expert, but like the the purpose of the orcs is in the story is like they are a boundary to force the main characters in a particular direction to tell a more centralized story about power. I think fundamentally, which is what the ring represents, like to explore the orcs and give them multi-dimensional personalities just kind of gets in the way of that because you don't need that like their role in that story is to just be this brutal ruthless force it's like you see an orc on the screen it's like oh shit the main characters are in danger they better run like it's yeah, okay to have uh, characters that just hack and slash everything they're just brutal that's what they are yeah, you they have like other dialogue... characters who are <clears throat> the dialogue reflects yep. like evil interest as well. Most of the things they say is usually just like, lol, Aragorn fell off the cliff, that piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's mean to say, Mr. Roll. Yeah, I sure love dead men. <laughs> yeah, that sort of <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I fucking hate people who are good. I, I hate the happiness. <laughs> it's, it's fucking annoying. <laughs> I guess, wait, now I'm just trying to... So, if, if, because now I'm thinking about, the, you know, I'm thinking about Boromir, probably the best character in Lord of the Rings, right? And how whole his whole journey is about him getting like corrupted by the ring because he's, you know, desperate to have the power to like protect uh protect um Gondor and all that. Um I guess now I'm just thinking like surely we can all recognize that like the Lord of the Rings, what it's about is like universal and that regardless of where you come from or like, you know, what race you are, because that shouldn't matter anyway, that like there's something in there that uh, can speak to all humans because it's it's so universal as an experience. Like nobody can relate to orcs. Like no human being can relate to the orcs in that universe because they're so yeah by design. I would say right. Yeah, I guess that's if uh, yeah. I'm not sure where I was going with that one. I guess it's just it feels like I don't know why anybody would look at Lord of the Rings and assume that the orcs are meant to be representative of any group of human beings. I'm not sure who could even do that. Well, it, so when I first heard the argument, I was just like, are you just looking for ways to be pissed off at Lord of the Rings because it's so great? <laughs> Is that what's happening? Like, what, <laughs> why bother? I think that considering the author, yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah, this is a person who looks for victimization and oppression and things to whine about as it relates to his personal race. I guess weird as well. Racial That's allegory just, uh... just falls apart. I don't think it really holds any water. Mm-mm. Pay any attention to the text. Well, and, and that's the problem with allegory. If someone presents like this is what Lord of the Rings is saying, and then someone else goes, "Well, um, I've got equally good, if not better, references that say the opposite." So now what? I, I would say the references are better. Like, well, that's why I was, like, yeah. I was, I was saying, like, it, at the very least, yeah. they are as competent and able to back you off. So it's just like, so what do you do? And it's like, well, it's how I feel. And it's like, should Lord of the Rings change because you feel it should? I was like, that seems a bit weird to me, but the funny thing is, yeah, the next iteration of game or TV show or movie is probably going to include, like, hey, you know orcs? They're actually, like, 
there's this whole thing going on, okay, guys? They're not. Uh, we don't want people <laughs> thinking we're racist, okay? <laughs> oh my god. Moral uh, alignment. Violent versus. Hmm? I, I thought uh, Theo was going to say something, I wasn't sure. Okay, I'm done. All right. Peaceful, law versus chaos, good versus evil, and the like. It's a common trope in speculative fiction, but it's. Oh, 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 the original point. Uh, sorry, I think you got kind of <laughs> cut off by the uh, the other discussion that we've been doing. Let me take this back just a little <laughs> bit. Because um, they, they, they say a weird thing, if you could believe it. All right. When designing a game's world and populating it with fictional species, a designer might be tempted to differentiate them from one another by certain inalienable qualities, like their more. You might be tempted to differentiate different things by ina inalienable qualities. That might be a temptation that you have, guys. Kind of is the basis <laughs> of differentiation. I mean, you see these Maybe. two yeah. on screen, you're like, there's a lot of things that are differentiating them inherently by their <laughs> species. It's not really a surprise. What a. I guess. What a no, everyone's the same size, say. same shape, gray skin, gray suit. <laughs> oh, might, yeah, the gray blobby you universe. Might be tempted. Eating gray might slime. They're the new As a writer. From Futurama. <laughs> and, um, like, how else can you differentiate two things? <laughs> you I think like, there's no other way. That's how you do it. I think it was a, <laughs> it was a sentence. Chaos spectrum. Oh. It, it was a sentence to set up the next sentence, and they didn't think how stupid it. Is. It would be like if I wanted to say the boys is badly written, and so I open with, you know, some things are badly written, and then I say that, and you'd be like, I mean, why was he the first fucking yes? <laughs> why would you? <laughs> It's almost like and it's like saying some writers might be tempted to use their imagination when creating a fictional universe, and you're like, you might, yeah, you, you can't have it any other way. You might be temp uh, tempted to differentiate people by differentiating them. Yeah, kind <laughs> yeah. of. It's it's kind of kind of tautological. <laughs> yeah, or I guess or uh, I guess when he says inalienable, he's not talking about personality traits. I guess, right? I assumed he was talking it's, about it's, yeah, like, it's species it's the, traits. Which yeah. which is well, yeah, that's what makes it, yeah, that's what makes it ridiculous. Yeah. Is but that nothing, especially that specific usage? Wait a minute, surely. So, like, uh, Mass Effect is always a really good example to go to because there are clear differences in like the fundamental ideologies that seem to be persistent among the people of the different races. Like, the the Krogans are a lot more aggressive and headstrong. The Asarius go like, more basic, loving and scientific. Um. Wait, what? Go more basic. Yeah, I, yeah, just go more, go more unalienable. Inalienable. I, I guess, I guess it's just that those are kind of inalienable, right? Because it's kind of no. You could, by... you can teach like yeah. the the different races to behave in different ways. Oh, sure, sure, but I but guess it's the idea of like we're what talking is about like the inalienable inalienable characteristics of the Krogan. You look at a Krogan and you're like, oh. Like their genes, what their body is, you well, know, what that species is. Fringy's looking to explore whether or not there are such things as inalienable personality traits. For example, if someone said dwarves are always like boisterous and loud, and they always, you could say the same thing. Like we do it a lot with like Australians could be obnoxious, or British people mm -hmm. can be uh, really up their own ass, you know, like stuff like that. They're more like stereotypes, but at the same time, if you had a dwarf grow up in an elvish society. He might be a little bit more yeah. frustrated than a lot of the rest of the elves, but at the same time, he's going to be so much more chill than probably most dwarves ever. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But even those aren't intrinsic in the way that they're talking about well, it, which is what makes it so yeah. bizarre. 
I know what they're saying. I guess what I'm getting at is like, I feel like the line's a little blurry on this one, depending on, uh, like, I feel like you can, depending on what story you write, you can always push it by degrees more and more into, like, I feel like the, you know, everybody is like exactly the same. And then you have different countries and national identities or different religious ones. And then you push it further of like, um, different alien species and maybe they just have different you know they have they evolved in a different environment which changes their outlook and changes their biology and all that and then you just keep pushing it further and further by degrees at what point does it become unex like where is the line that would make it alienable versus inalienable i guess is what uh what i'm trying to think about at the moment it's not super important. We're trying to. I'm trying to explore this more than I think this video is going to. Oh yeah, I was just pointing out what an insanely <laughs> yeah. dumb sentence yeah, yeah, that we'll was be, that they wrote down. Yeah, we'll yeah. be tangenting everywhere. We haven't even gotten to what the fuck any of this has to do with game design. <laughs> Alignment: violence versus peaceful, law versus chaos, good versus evil, and the like. It's a common trope in speculative fiction, but especially in the context of a game, painting an entire species with the same moral brush actually weakens the entire thing. So this Ow. is Ow. this is one of those. Um, so two things here. What Fringy was probably going to allude to is one of those things. <laughs> yeah. But two, this kind of gets into what I was mentioning earlier about how their their imagery and their their usage of painting things with an evil brush doesn't make sense if you, as the creator of the universe have decreed that these orcs are intrinsically evil. Yeah. You're not painting them with the brush. Like, there's no brush. The evil is the paint, and it's already... It's not even the paint. The, the, they are, the orcs are the evil thing. It makes, they're not creatures that have been painted evil. It makes as much sense as saying they're orcs. He's like, stop painting these creatures as orcs. It's like, they are orcs. What do you exactly, mean? yeah. Well, I think that's the problem, is there's painting something as evil is like if something exists and then you assign attributes to it in your opinion versus like you created these things to be this way. You haven't yeah, painted like, them with a brush. They are that because you're the creator and you said that that's what they are. Just to rewind slightly. Yeah, the paint implies said, the um, superficiality. Yeah, like if, if I said all dwarves are obnoxious, like the thing earlier, and then someone was like, you shouldn't really be painting all dwarves as obnoxious. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's fair. You know, they're not all of them are. They just, they just, hear that way. And you're just like, mm, okay. That would be more applicable than, you can't call yeah. the evil things evil. You're like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, I suppose we should get to the how in this video is probably next. Well, I was I was thinking of that that character example you came up with, some dude who's like half Krogan, half dwarf or whatever. <laughs> it's like you could make a great story out of that, right? Like Absolutely. have him be the main character. Then you'd have to think like, well, what's his transformation? Like, what does he learn? But then like if the broader story isn't about that, then don't don't bother with that. It's OK to, for him to just no, be every... a one dimensional Every story has to be incredibly uh, layered and complex, and it all has to be <laughs> allegorical of real-life issues. It can never just be a thing you wanted to make because you liked it. Right. This idea that a certain subgroup, like race, nationality- Oh no. We got food. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no one thinks this. It's insane. Evil? Like, nobody thinks <laughs> this. This is nuts. ...or sex has inalienable traits is called biological essentialism or simply yeah. bioessentialism. And it's a valid it way to talk about qualities like how many legs an animal has or whether it can fly. But all too often, this concept gets misused in untrue statements like pit bulls are a violent breed, men are more logical than women, or Asians are better. 
Wait, they are, so wait, this is, are, wait, wait a minute. Uh, but but isn't, isn't well, doesn't okay, bioessentialism um, apply to like? Don't certain animals have certain ways that they behave though? Okay, so this is so I think the issue here is that we're okay. So let's use because I don't I, don't, I honestly don't want to touch the second or third example they're going to do here. But let's do the, let's go with, let's go with the pit bull one because it's more simple and it won't get us banned. So pit bull if we if statistically pit bulls are absolutely the most violent dog and it's not even fucking close St despite making up only 6.5% of the dog population <laughs> pit bull fatalities and dog bites account for 66% of deaths like it's kind of nuts hmm. yeah it's it's really big <laughs> so here we go are there we talking about the violence as a this is the thing this is the difference between are we saying that they're violent in a descriptive way, or are we saying that they're violent in a prescriptive way? Like, it is what it is. Do we just use, like, intrinsically, a pit bull is not violent in that sense, but genetically, they are more <coughs> likely disposed or more likely to be violent, but that's a description we put on behavior that they can have. And right. And there's I other factors it, that contribute to that. I wish it weren't considered so taboo because like I think it, it's fine when you when you when you're just doing sort of tendencies and generalizations. For example, the ones I brought up earlier being the Australian versus the Brit. You can have certain expectations and you're likely going to be able to predict a f quite a few things about the way that those two different people approach different things. And the same goes for like an American or a Russian or whatever. You can be, you can you can just be like, yeah, there's a tendency toward blah, blah, blah. Doesn't, And I guess what they're trying to get at is like, okay, but it's not intrinsic. You cannot say that every single British person will send a letter when they want to complain about something rather than being upfront because they're all about that <laughs> civility. Um, yeah, there's... But, like, so, I don't know, to, to me, the, like, yeah, that, that second, like, oh, men are more logical. I would just be like, um, <laughs> okay, you could, you could, in a vacuum, try and be very careful about how you'd want to explain that, and, uh, I would probably, if ever, wanted to approach that situation again, not looking to get banned. Um, perhaps you could argue, in exchange, women are often much more emotionally available and understanding, or empathetic. And uh, these two yeah, traits may have come from the fact that those two sides would have had to be dealing with problems that required those two things more so than the other. This, Hopefully this we're still alive. Of... <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, things are... Yeah, like, a pit bull is statistically more likely to be responsible for a <clears throat> fatal dog bite. That doesn't mean that each individual pit bull is a killer. Well, so, so I guess there's... that's where I'm getting a little... So bioessentialism, he says it's like... So this is apt to explain, basically, the physical manifestation of evolutionary traits, but what, how do you... What, what about, like, the, the behavioral manifestations of evolutionary traits? Like... The general behavior of deer versus wolves, or sharks, or um, or uh, panthers, or um, like bears, is that would that be considered separate, or is that also part of bioessentialism too? I've never, I don't, I've never really heard about this subject before, so I'm not sure what it, what the what and, the word means. And this whole tangent that he's doing is kind of like not even relevant to the point of orcs. Because the orcs are whatever you say that they are in a, in a yeah, fictional world, um, they they yeah. do whatever well, they're so, anything you want them to be for any reason that think, you'd like. I think that's his point: is that you shouldn't be making yeah, things like that. That's that's wrong yeah, because it'll make people think about it IRL, and then that'll create problems because it'll make people say things that are wrong IRL. 
you know, like if if the nicest person, Mister Rogers, it said, you know, men, uh, not a, more logical than than women seems to be to me, and then he goes to jail. But like it would be like, oh well. Uh, what did he base that on? It's just like, I don't know, just some interactions he thought about, whatever. And then some other person listens to it and goes, we should kill all women. Yes. The world would be a better place. You're like, oh no, no, you've, oh no. And I think that's just like this end point that people are very, very concerned about whenever you have the, the topics of like the really, really simplistic, like nobody's going to die level. For example, just the, the obvious caveat that plenty of women will be more logical than plenty of men. That's fine, all right? You can say everything, all vice versa, all traits flowing around. But if you make your world and you say... Nah, dwarves really like drinking. That's just something they just like kind of do in a vacuum. It's not even about their culture. They just, oh man, they love that alcohol. They just get like a really strong desire for it. They just, and once they find it, like, oh yeah, I love this shit. Someone's like, you can't have that. Because then it's like dwarves will be like the drunks or the stupids. And you can't be having that. That's bioessential. It's fucked up. When you're just like, oh no, I just, I want to have some fun. I didn't, I didn't want to, I'm not trying to say this is like some kind of, it doesn't put them on a lower scale species wise than. You know, you know, you know what I'm getting. At? It's like I, I think it just we're worried about where yeah. it might end up versus what it is. Yeah, this is my whole problem with the video. Orcs aren't real, and like how, like the whole tangent, like how would you then apply the racial trait to an actual existing like part of humanity? That's that's. If anything, you you have the problem, not not me, uh, right? Am am I the only one that thinks that? It's like it's well, crazy. to kind of to kind of tie to that, there is an aspect here, and we see this often, where there's a lot of projection that comes from these kinds of people. They are the way that they see race and the way that they try and connect fantasy with reality. That's something that's in their heads, and so they try to put that onto other people, and they yeah. assume that other people think these thoughts, and they think that other people, surely other humans like me must think this way and draw these connections when we just and when we tell them no people don't think this you're an insane crazy person who needs help they can't believe that um as someone said i'm all with with the dwarves they can be seen as more durable and able to handle poisons better or something like that and yeah so this is if we're doing traits from top to bottom it's like extra credits are with us and they're like oh what are dwarves it's like they're shorter but they're more broad like brawlers they're like they're able to handle damage more and whatever because they're um, biology, and they're like, oh, cool. Then you go, also, they're a little bit more, um, like, willing to jump into the fight. They're a lot less scared. And then extras will be like, whoa, you've just applied a personality trait that I, I don't like that. That should be, as a result of their upbringing or the choices they make, it shouldn't be as part of their biology. And you're like, oh. And that... I just meant that as a tendency. Like, I don't really, I'm not, I didn't, and, and I think this is what's happening. It's just suddenly, it's like, you're, you've yeah. become super evil. You're like, no, 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 I, I, I didn't, that's not what I'm going for. Yes. Like, I, yeah, these tendencies a line seem that to be, be getting confused as you know part of a creature's genetic makeup. When oh, I was just I don't think that, a single yeah. person has ever thought that. <laughs> yeah, the, a line needs to be drawn when you're talking about stuff like this. Like if you were to say like rags bioessentialism, like what's bioessentialist about a human? And I'd be like, okay, I guess like DNA. You know, the the genetic structure of what we you know see as a human. That's the bioessentialist thing, nature of it, and that's just that's just what I'd say. I wouldn't go into really behaviors nearly as much, because those behaviors, can, like you could change your behavior and you could yeah, change yeah. the behavior of people easier than you could change their other oh, characteristics. If you had a, like you you were designing a game and human was one of the several different species you could pick to play as, 
and you said to be like uh in a vacuum what statistics would you push higher for human than like you know our orcs elves and all stuff and i'd be like i don't know maybe um we could push curiosity and that maybe plays into some mechanic in the game or um pattern recognition maybe that's higher for humans than other species uh desire yeah, for generalities are key here yeah like these things seem to be consistent across humanity like we've we've evolved to be very much interested in uh figuring things out solving problems we're, we're, we're all about that shit uh, a lot of the time well, well that's key to that's key to evolution really is if, if we want to look if at you're creating a scientific perspective a world with like brand new species that have been so like you Games know like the elves math. who've been now chances are if a game is set oh. up in the real oh. world um is it? there we go if you create a species like elves and you, and you basically determine that for millennia they've been godlike and unstoppable they might not quite have uh, maintained whatever they had trait-wise that's similar to humans when they were first developing and getting to be the dominant race or whatever. Um, we've talked about it before, but I just like the idea that humans, despite being so low-leveled compared to a lot of uh, fictional uh, alternative species that we end up seeing in fiction, that we still have the um, like the plucky nature of, of, of a young race and that there's, there's traits that come with that that are very admirable. But if someone yeah. said, like, if I was to put all those in and someone was like, well, that's very bioessentialist of you, I'd be like, oh, I, I didn't <laughs> want to, like... It talks to a generality. Calm down. Yeah. yeah, like, it's not supposed to be some evil thing. It's just it's chill. Calm down. Yeah, and those generalities, again, are descriptive of what we see in their behavior. If humans, if a different, if humans had been another way in this universe, then we would be describing them differently. So, important to note... Mm -hmm. the bi uh, bioessentialism thing seems really tacked on to this if you're designing a game you're not thinking about bioessentialism you're, you're thinking no. okay is this yeah. fun like yeah. what is the what is the player going to be doing with the controller what are the enemies what are the sprites going to be you know it's like when the guy made space invaders you know, he's not thinking like, what's yeah. what the is aliens? the bioessentialism of these fucking pixelated aliens? <laughs> Get shit. They're there to shoot. Yeah, and I would, I would also say as well, like the idea of giving elves, dwarves, and man these specific, dare I say, bioessentialist traits in, in a world of Lord of the Rings, or whether or not it's Lord of the Rings, just whatever. Um, part of that is interesting when you make them a team. You're like, oh shit, mm. all the things that make them different will now bounce off each other to help each other as a group. That's cool. And someone else is right. like, yes, and but it's it's problematic. I'd be like, what? <laughs> why, why do you have to like, know? It's like, how do you talk about anything anymore? Yeah. How do you write anything in fantasy? And <laughs> unless I miss something, they're they're not limiting game design in this case to tabletop games and RPGs. They're talking about all games, right? Like I game design, so. period. Yeah, I think so. Design. Um, and specifically, I think what they're getting at here is that if we were designing the game, and I said uh, the elven race has a higher intelligence than uh, other races at the base stat, they'd be like, "You can't do that. That's fucked up." <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> now if uh, so if we talk about like base stats on like races and things of that nature. If if I had a player who came to if I was the DMGM, um." And someone came to me and said, so about these starting stats for races, and instantly I'd be on guard hearing that, but I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, go on. And, and they said, so if they, were, if they were going to argue that there's no reason a dwarf should have less charisma than an elf, for instance, if that was the rules, I would be far more keen to be like, okay, sure, 
instead of if they had said, yeah, a hobbit should be just as fast as an elf. You know, I think, like I think they're the, on board with you line. on that one. They said the the differences yeah. in like biology that's chill, but yeah. So I I, I, I agree with you because like I like the idea of a particularly charismatic dwarf and then a particularly like sheltered elf, and you know you team them up because you don't expect that necessarily. Then again, dwarves are probably yeah. relatively like socially uh, competent. I imagine. I don't know. I guess it depends on what fiction. We're it's going up to with. your universe. It's up yeah, to true. you and how you how their culture mm -hmm. sort of is. You could do it either way. That's the that's the joy of the freedom that you could make whatever you want as long as this person doesn't think it's linked to racism in some way. <laughs> yeah, because I, I have a feeling someone will be like, wait, wouldn't it be the reverse? Like, in in this example, it's whatever the fucking person designed it to be, and then someone comes up to them and says, I would rather it not be that. Can we maybe tweak it a bit? Um, and yeah, and, and depending on the situation, you totally can. But I think that you've kind of lost the plot if you say, like, Rags, I want my dwarves to be more charismatic, and you go, oh no, the world is built this way on purpose, and I go, I'm not playing. It's like, okay... <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> okay. And I would say, well, maybe is if you want to be a charismatic dwarf, then you can do that, and that could be like a story thing for your character. That could be part of your character's journey and part of their characteristics, is that while most dwarves are seen as very stoic and boring and not very uh, you know, sociable or charismatic, your dwarf actually really is. And so he has to fight against that stereotype and it surprises people how well-spoken he is and how able he is to pick up on social cues and how funny his fucking jokes are. And that could be a thing that you could have as interesting to your character, but I'm not going to alter my entire universe for you. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, like, that's an interesting response, right? It's like, you are going to be the charismatic of that particular non-charismatic selection. And they go, no, I want the selection to be charismatic. You know, like, so okay. then, the I want all the dwarves to be charismatic. Well, yeah, they, they no, consider it not. offensive that you've made them non-charismatic. You know, there's people in chat right now who are like, dwarves aren't typically that, and it's like, that could be the reasoning for their complaint. They could be like, I don't think dwarves yeah, should be like, non And you're like, well, they are in my world. And you're like, I don't care. I want you to change it. <laughs> that's the oh. fun idea. I want to be the battle, the, the in a world that sees orcs as barbaric and, you know, uh, what's the word? Pugnacious. Um, I want to be a very charismatic, uh, uh, like like a bard orc who doesn't want to fight, who's very peaceful, and he's a pacifist, and that's what makes that character interesting in this world. People do that all the time. Yeah, they play yeah. off the like the total opposite tropes of what people expect. Right. It's fun. Yeah, and you can't have Actually, opposite he's tropes. Dwarves articulate, maybe. Um, yeah, you can't have opposite tropes if there aren't any tropes or traits. You know, it can't be, yeah. wow, how shocking yeah, that yeah, this yeah. thing is right, this thing. Yeah. It's you know, like, like, that wouldn't exist. This if... manner of looking at races just leads to every race just being, they're all just humans. And they're all just yeah, exactly. They're all just gray blobs that are yeah. identical. Yeah. And I think that the uh, the way that you could probably settle it for these guys, I don't know if this would work for them, but um, if you said, you know, that, that trait for elves, it's not you are born with it, it's the, you're picking a character that's already existed in elven culture for XYZ years, and uh, that's why that intelligence stat is higher than others, because of the culture and society they grew up in. I imagine they they would be more amenable to that rationale, but I still that's think... That's how I've always seen that. <laughs> well, but yeah, if I said... different races, though. If I told you that the stats are, like, born stats, and then you get to live the, in my game, you, you live through each of their cultures, and then you do whatever. Um, I assume they'd find that offensive. They'd be like, you can't have the elf having five intelligence at birth when the dwarf has four. That's fucked up. 
<laughs> it's just funny because from a mechanical standpoint, you're like, no, there's a reason for this. It's about balance because the dwarf has bigger, uh, maybe courage. Maybe that's higher for the dwarf. Or something oh, like that. you're right. Yeah. All of this is sort of, it's almost, it's almost so obvious that I don't even think we've even thought to mention it. All of this is under the concept that it's a video game that should be balanced yeah. in some way. Yeah. You want and that to... it is an interactive set of rules that people are, you know, messing around with. So the fundamental problem of game design, gonna, yeah. you want things to be different from other things, but you also want them to not be more powerful or better as a choice, therefore making the one redundant. Yes. How do we possibly make halflings as viable of a choice as a battle-hardened, super-ripped orc? Is like, well, other things. Da, 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 da. Top Trumps, when they had Samwise Gamgee being one of the best cards in the Top Trumps Lord of the Rings because his resilience was 10, I think, is the highest out of any character in the entire thing. And so you beat people with Sam. Fuck them up. So if someone said, well, that's pretty fucked up. You made a base trait of Hobbits to be resilient to the power of the rig. And you're like... I'm tired of this. <laughs> I don't want yeah. to deal with this anymore. It's, it's problematic in a positive sense, just as just the same as it is for negative traits. That yeah. all elves are charismatic is problematic in just the same way as all dwarves not being charismatic is. So we can't do anything anymore. Yeah, everyone has to be exactly the same, except they look different. Like, hmm. And they grew up in different cultures and. Hmm, yeah. Again, I mean, just don't don't have different species in your game if it's going to be an issue. Just the yeah. world is literally only humans, and they're all the same "quote unquote" race of humans. They're all the same. If you if you don't want to deal with any of this stuff and you don't want it in your world, just have that be the case. Have your setting where it's just you. This takes place on the continent of Baba Ganoush, and everyone's a human. Everyone, everyone's a human, and they're all you know this color because it's tropical. And there, boom. <laughs> That's another, um, as someone just pointed out in chat, there's another benefit of like, when you jump into a new game like this and you're like, what are, what, are, what are the races? And you're like, I'm not really, I don't care what I look like. I'm more interested in what their characteristics are. And then you go through them and you're like, that seems like me. That seems more like me than the others. I'll check that. And that's kind of wiped out <laughs> if, if you, uh... Yeah. <laughs> the reviolent breed, men are more logical than women, or Asians are better at math. Now chances are, if a game is said in the real world, that the designers are avoiding these tropes because they aren't real, as multiple fields of societal and hard science can readily prove to you. But speculative... I'm sure that's only the case. Tendency. I don't think whole... anyone can deny tendencies, alright? It's, it's fine. It's gonna be okay. Oh yeah, that's what... That's what the tropes are. What do you, the tropes like, are just descriptions of what we see. It's the same as stereotypes. People like stereotypes aren't like a real representation. Like, where do you think they came from? It was just it was seen enough, and it's repeated enough. And when you point it out, and then it happens afterward, it's like, oh my god, yeah, it's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm not gonna hurt anyone. Yeah. They're just mm -hmm. this. Just this is such a huge fucking citation needed. On, yeah, they said on no. why these tropes exist, <laughs> well, and you know why they said is because they they think that if you open up that in any way to a valid sense, then it opens up the door to the next room, which is filled with all oh, the crazy yeah. people. So, like, That's okay what they to... think. If you... Go ahead. Yeah, I was just say, the room we're in right now is fine, okay? We're all sitting around the table and we go, lol, metal, the German, he's gonna do XYZ, the fucking, the two British people are gonna do XYZ, like, and it's just, it's just fun back and forth banter. <laughs> it can come down to all kinds no. of different things. The next room, you open that door, and there's all people in there like, we should kill the ones who are different. <laughs> like, no, 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 we're not going in that room, we locked the door, okay? Let's fuck that room. It is. Um, I wasn't it having is, a good time, uh, I was offended, personally. I was mm -hmm. offended, yeah. Good. It, it, but, it triggered oh, yeah, me. It's, 
is they they think that if you like point it, it's weird because they simultaneously don't want us to point out differences and they say that like like colorblindness you can't be colorblind you have to acknowledge people's race and you have to see the black person as a black person yeah. and if you don't if you just see them as a person you're denying or ignoring their lived experience or whatever horseshit they want to peddle on us but at the same time if you recognize the difference in the races, then that will turn you into a horrible, evil racist, and that's that's terrible and awful, and it'll make you a bad person. They want like both win. things. Yeah, you can't win. They want both well, things from, at the same time. They have they to have it both though. ways. Reminds me of something you, you said. I don't know if it wasn't a stream or whatever, but I think you, you said, "Oh, remember when we were in school when we didn't have to think about any races? We were just yeah, there, those are the days. <laughs> yeah." Yeah, my, I think you said my parents that never at some point. Yeah, uh, my parents never told me about race. I just assumed that different races were different because in the same way that like some people's ears are bigger than others and some people were taller mm -hmm. than others and some yeah. people had brown eyes and blue eyes. My my child brain was like, "Oh yeah, some people are black and some people are white and some people are Asian and some people are Hispanic." That was it. That was yeah. all there was. It was just a total superficial sort of thing that i noticed and it was it was never and it was never an issue it was never a problem and i think that might be what i hate the most about like lefties and sgws and progressives is that they've kind of corrupted that innocence that i've had where i never <laughs> saw race as a thing that even need to be talked about and now i can't get it out of my head because they won't shut up about well, it here's an and example, they're always right? going on about race um we get, uh, when I would have first like wanted to talk about online like different shows or movies I thought were really really good, and then I look into like reviews of people saying that oh, they're fantastic, and one of their opening reasons is like oh the amount of like black people or Asian people in it, and I'm like, what? There's just people in it. Like why did you what? <laughs> like and then by the same note, it's it's like you could say they have coded us to now watch something like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and you see the new Captain America arrive, and you're like. Uh-oh, he's probably going to be a bad guy. Oh, he's a like, white guy, he's probably like, going to be a bad dude. Yeah, it's like, why would you assume that? It's like, yeah. well, after Haywood, the, the guy who does a whole bunch of good things in WandaVision and is constantly coded to be a bad guy for no fucking reason and then decides to kill two children at the end of it. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm expecting... <laughs> I've already heard, by the way, I haven't seen it yet. But apparently in the newest episode, he's like, He's definitely evil now. He's done the thing. We said this would happen. I don't know what it's going to be, yeah. but like we're just waiting we, for him to do something really evil because they can't fucking write this shit anymore. It's really embarrassing. Um, <laughs> and if someone said, like, what have you based that on? I'd be like, um, I mean, he's white. The show? <laughs> this part of it is a problem <laughs> he's that he's, he's antagonistic to our, to our uh, protagonist, and he's the... the, the Unfortunately, like the, the you know, if someone said like, "Wait, the emperor is white, so why do you care?" I'd just be like, "No, no, it's not even white people can be evil. It's fine. It's just it's just awkward now because um, I didn't used to give any kind of a shit about race, but uh, they've made it so necessary that you can predict writing, um, we can predict stories by looking at the races of characters, which is not fortunate at all. It's very bad that we've arrived at this point. Yeah. But you know, when I was you when I was a kid and I saw Blade, that was the coolest motherfucker oh, yeah. in existence. Oh yeah, <laughs> a black vampire with the with he's got the black coat and the swords and the fangs and those sunglasses. What an absolute unit! Yeah, <laughs> never I really even like thought that. Movie. that Some yeah, motherfuckers it was just so I long for those days of innocence. Yeah, Bla Blaze is a great example of just like nobody gave a fuck that he was black. He was just awesome.
Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they care more nowadays that he was black. Uh, or at least they're more open about it, I guess. It's, it's just, it's gotten so strange. Uh, media discussion. I just want to talk about the stuff that was really well written and made sense. Not whether or not mm -hmm. allegorically it's good to represent, uh, I don't know. What is Captain America in Winter Soldier? Like, he's the machine, he's, he's the government coming in to take things and trying to appear as a hero. I don't even know if we're going to do an EFAP for that show. It's so fucking annoying. Uh, I don't I don't think I care enough about it. Like I'll we'll finish it and we'll hate it cuz we already do cuz it's shit. <laughs> and then we'll get to the end and we'll just we'll start off an EFAP by saying, "Yeah, don't watch this show. It's crap." I'm just waiting and it for ruins the, things. The last episode just opens with him just chopping children's heads off with the shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's evil by the way. Uh, it, also, I'll be back in just a second. I need to use the loot real quick. We are back. Oh my god, talking about black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh, people like that who you were talking about, like super lefties, um, they they get caught in I think this like emotional loop where they're like, we're all different, but we're all the same, but we're all different, but we're all the same. <laughs> And like they, they when they fall on one side, they become so empathetic of, of and like I don't know, shamed of themselves that they neglected the other one. It's like, oh, we got to go back there, and that's how you end up with these hypocritical things that are going on right now with like racial segregation, which is just like what, like, like it's it's just, it's seen as a plus by those people, but and then you have a bunch of other people who are just like, what, we're separating races now? Like, is this what we want to do? And <sighs> I think uh, it's so it's so fucked up right well. now. It's it's yeah, basically. <laughs> um I They just... don't they I think they they like that drama of it, right? Like the the emotional the emotion of that loop rather than just like trying to rest in a logical space somewhere in the middle like and mm -hmm. try and figure out like a a consistent stance. Yeah. Well, yeah, because consistency is, is key to, like, actually making sure that you understand what you value and what you're trying to almost push for, I guess. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and if it's flip-flopping between... Because, yeah, it seems it seems like emphasizing the differences is not the right way to go about it because, presumably, in the ideal world, the differences are, like, not important to anybody at all anymore. You know, like the difference, the difference becomes as significant as the difference in eye color or the difference in like hair color. It just doesn't mm -hmm. matter. But it's hard to do that if you're emphasizing all of this, like, no, we need to talk about the ways in which we're different. I, I don't know. It feels like not. Uh -huh. And especially yeah. when we're applying it to like world building and fucking Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, so yeah. we're getting so far removed, and we have so many different motivations yeah. to actually have these differences from not only like an interest in terms of the conflict or the, the bouncing off, but also just fucking balance that is getting to the point where, like, look, if you can't handle the idea that orcs are in fiction, just read non fiction. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Offers us an opportunity. By the way, I hope this. I hope this super inclusive Muslim woman isn't sculpting Muhammad or she's going to be in trouble. <laughs> yep. uh, it's, it's interesting that that, that line between fiction and nonfiction is kind of the line. Like, like in fiction, well, in nonfiction, you deal with human beings in all of their true-to-life complexity. In fiction, you get to simplify characters. 
like you, you uh, will make them as complex as you want but sometimes mm. the point of fiction is to keep them as simplistic as possible to make a, a, a greater point clear i think yeah i think that's one of the strengths of stories is that you can you can tap into the empathy that people have for other people uh to to make people reconsider a value or a point or an idea or a theme um right and and that it's easier to present these fundamental principles through the lens of a story because you can you can try and remove the complexities and and sort of the the baggage that's attached to real world things to hit at that fundamental point and then people can take that and build it up from there when they address more complex issues they can work through it by working from whatever the base principle is that they could have gotten from a story right i like stories so much I mean, children's stories, right? You want to keep things simple, simple, simple. So you can convey a very particular, like, moral message to a kid. Like, don't do this thing or this will happen. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the most efficient way to tell a story like that is to have very, like, cardboard characters. Like, this this character is this thing. How how does extra credits draw a beheading? What? (laughs) Well, I'm guessing they're like Rayman characters, right? That's why you're saying that. Well, the hands and heads are anyway well i mean rayman's head is attached to his body wait hold on wait wait a minute hold on (laughs) is rayman's head attached to his no it's not he has no neck that's right he's (laughs) totally limbless god when are we gonna get a new rayman game rayman legends was awesome (laughs) when you make it yourself free fuck yeah maybe i will (laughs) maybe i will (laughs) But speculative fiction offers us an opportunity to reify or make real various. What's the difference reify. between speculative fiction and other forms of speculative fiction? Speculative fiction is when um is basically just science fiction and fantasy. It's any it's any fiction where you've made pretty significant changes to the, the world or the way that reality works. Okay, uh, it's, so it's like, different from like so, historical fiction or alt history. Well, so yeah, but well, alt history speculative fiction is. I think alt history counts as speculative. It's basically anything that isn't based on the real world as we know it. Whereas, uh, like for example, a detective story like Bosch or something, that's not speculative. It's set in the real world in like the modern day or in a time that actually happened. Okay. So like, so maybe Assass- Assassin's Creed is probably like would be speculative fiction, even though it's part of the part of like real history because there's so much stuff that's changed and like fantasy elements that it becomes not that so yeah star wars is speculative fiction okay. marvel is speculative fiction lord of the rings is speculative it, the term sounded suspiciously Bye. like i don't have to do any research <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's a speculative <laughs> I'm plot just, i'm just speculating on what author that is yeah. like yeah. or make real various things which don't exist or to exaggerate things which do now bioessentialism is a tempting idea in fantasy for some of the same reasons as it is in the real world. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? I'll let him finish, but like, whoa. All right. Because to our uh-huh. human minds, broad generalizations are comforting. They reduce the world to simple cut and dry categories. All orcs bad, all elves good. Root for these folks, not for these folks. But just like... That's so fucking... Not a like, single person. Where are you going with that way? Yeah. I'm a single person who uses fiction that way. This is the thing. That's not even how the human mind works. Dependent on the IP as well. Like the idea that it's just yeah. orcs yeah. in general. Like when did that happen? Well, this mm. is just Warcraft this is the aren't, you know by design evil. 
this is the projection element coming where you, you watching this, this is why to you, this is why you painting things in a broad brush, this is why you do it because it's just so much more comforting and it's so much safer, you know? You mean, like, I don't know. I feel like if I'm walking down the street and like there's a lion on the sidewalk, I'm okay with broadly categorizing that lion as wanting to eat me and running away. That sounds useful. <laughs> yeah. Categorize because we can't not categorize. Yeah, like without it's, it, yeah. we're fucked. It's inherent <laughs> to us. Like it makes the world intelligible. Like, in the like real everything world. can't be anything. Like now, when I look at something, when I look at that tree, I'm gonna the tree outside my door. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna broadly categorize this tree based on my lived experiences because they they fucking love those. My lived experiences with trees and how they behave and what their properties are. <clears throat> I feel like there's a lot of extremely valid ways to broadly paint things. There are bad ways, <laughs> sure. Yeah. But I feel like there's a I feel like in most instances it's actually extremely beneficial and useful and is totally lacking in any moral component either. Again, I think it's necessary. I don't think we can function without doing it. Well, here's an example. No. Yeah, because we'd be we'd be terrified every single time we saw anything because we would have no idea how it may or may not function. Every car, every staircase, every plant, every animal, every everything. If our mind believes that it could probably just do anything, the world would be nonsense. Um, yeah. Here's an example, right? I've told this on, on EFAP before. It's just a funny story, but now it's applicable in a different way. So I was coming home from work. And I was going down a particularly long alley in the middle of my town. I had my hoodie on. It was late. It was very dark. And there was this lady who had, like, a shopping bag or whatever coming the other way. Now, I'm huge. Like, I, I could probably fall on her and kill her. And so, um, <laughs> I already knew, like, oh my god, I'm probably terrifying right now. Because, like, I've got the, the hoodie up. I'm just I'm lumbering. Like, and I was just like, I'm just going to walk by her. And she clearly stood as far away as possible and tried to, like, avoid my area. And I'm like, I'm not going to hit you. It's fine. And then we, we move on. It's like, yeah, there you go. And um, the funny part of this story was I was wearing a Danger Mouse t-shirt. So it's just like a, a music image. Um, but the hold thing up, is... If, danger... Hold up. Danger Mouse. If someone, it's an um, old-ass cartoon. Yeah, yeah. If, if someone, oh, okay. If someone said... Like, isn't that an injustice, Mola, that she would have prejudged? And I'm like, no. Like, look at me. I could fucking. There's a very reasonable chance that I. It's the, everything would point to danger of of the situation she was in. <laughs> Best I can do is make her feel like I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to put my hands up and stay against the wall. I'm just going to walk by her and it's just not, not look anywhere. It's not personal. Yeah, it's fine. And and if you know if if she was like he didn't kill me, I was wrong. <laughs> I just feel like it's, it's okay. It's probably worth. And now while. the next big horrible terrible person that she sees, she's gonna get too close to, and she's gonna get robbed and stabbed. Yeah, and, and so if Good someone job, said like Mahler, we got it for we... not enforcing that stereotype. Exactly, I needed to get that fear entrenched. But like, yeah, so like I would just be if someone said like you want to change that, right? I'd be like probably not. Actually, it's probably a good thing that she sees that as a potential danger, and that's fine with me. Um, long man, scary. Her blood True. is on your hands. Well, her, yes. Wash off the blood. Maybe her the danger mouse. Blood, maybe she doesn't know the context of it. And she's like danger mouse. Oh no! <laughs> Did it say the words danger mouse on it, or was it just a picture of danger mouse? It's perverted her expectations. That's true. Um, but yeah, <laughs> you know, just know anyway. in in the category subject, there's plenty of useful Someone ones. Someone said Razik's wrong. Oh, oh, I'll go ahead. Sorry. 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 
But I, I, I was know. also going to say that uh, computer systems hinge on organization and categorization as well. Like literally, if like if you take a file out of a certain folder, you get a null reference in the system crash, right? Like you like the whole thing needs to know where exactly everything is. And I just find it interesting that there's like a parallel there. Like oh, yeah. categorization is in, integral to us. It's integral to machines as well. I broke a productive system system with it once. That was fun. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and the whole thing with orcs and elves kind of to miss the well, it's a misunderstanding of how people even look at these races anyway. Lots of people like people love orcs, and a lot of people shit yeah. on elves all the time. Absolutely, like elves up their own ass. Orcs are cool, like that yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah, and it, it feels like sort of almost a, a fun chaos versus a lame order. You could definitely go with with these two. Like you, just you, snooty up their own ass. Yeah, you, you picture that um, the orc is just in a in a hall eating meat and drinking merry with all of his, his, his different people. Like, oh, it's so fucking awesome. While the elf is like in a library reading. <laughs> you, know, you can have a preference. But just like in the real world, bioessentialism no, someone, um, present problems. Someone in chat said that Rags is wrong about dogs. Uh, Charles bite more people. Pit bulls are physically the best. Blah, 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 blah. So I specifically said fatal dog bites, which one's the most deadly. Um, and yeah, because I used the, the study I used was dogbites.org, which did a 13-year study between 2005 and 2017. So between that time, 433 Americans were killed uh, by fatal dog bites, and pit bulls did 66% of those Oof. deaths, though they're only 6.5% of the dog population. Dog population. Yeah. So, no, I'm not. Get fucked. <laughs> Carrying on. Realism can present problems in fiction as well, specifically a moral one. The idea that a sapient species can inherently tend towards good or evil acts, or lawful or chaotic ones, and that moral essentialism actually undercuts the greatest strength games can bring to storytelling. The players. So I guess. Uh, so you can just make it so, and it's the case. It's a, they're they're trying to really complicate this with the. With the big well actually sort of thing and going to this long <laughs> diatribe about things that nobody thinks about or cares about and are yeah. really super irrelevant in every way. It's actually quite simple. Y you can decide if you want a race to be intrinsically evil who do yeah. evil things. And yeah. that's all there is to it. And normal people stop thinking about it at that point. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. the, the problem they're highlighting is like, this is less the fiction, more the person. If a person sees an orc and says, oh my god, I think that about black people, you're like, that person needs help, okay? Yeah, <laughs> they do, yeah. I have news for you. Yeah. <laughs> because you're wrong. If that's an opinion you have, maybe don't share it. And yeah, Lord of the Rings could have been... Uh, Lord of the Rings could have had like another region, and it was filled with orcs, and they're all chill and normal, they're just a little boisterous. And they get involved in the big fight at the end because the enemy they're fighting are, you know, the shadow or something, and they're all just monsters. They're all creatures. They're all snarling and stuff. It's like, see, now the orcs are chill. But I'd be like, well, wait, are the are the shadow a problem? Are they? Do we need to sort out their motivation? What are we doing? Like, I don't know. Is this a problem still? Uh, mm -hmm. it, it, it's just ignoring this like, need for a, for a drone-like enemy, which can be easily justified in all kinds of narratives for all kinds of reasons, but sometimes you don't know what the motivation behind it is entirely, or the specifics, and that's okay too. Because they're trying to kill our heroes, and our hero's gonna fight back. Right, yeah, that's all they need to be. Like, they, they serve that function in that story. What <clears throat> irks me is that they're applying this, like, in a universal way. 
like every game has to have this nuance when it does it depends on the players playing or on the dm right it's 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 not it's not bad the dm the yeah it's and the in the dm might say if you know in this world if you want to play as a certain thing like if you want to play as a goblin or some other typically non-selectable race they might say okay i'll let you do this but i sort of expect you to role play as one kind of in a way that's accurate to the universe or accurate to the world which is not an unreasonable concession to make so maybe that's the thing they want you to do you know i don't know but yeah this <clears throat> this this video and the whole they try to really overcomplicate it and they try to dig yeah. way too deep into something that just does not need it they also that orcs so trying many... to poison that guy because orcs are evil <laughs> <laughs> they, they opened so many things in in this video but they don't answer anything properly and make like an eight minute video and just, just so much to explore in what well, they say and if they would do that they would probably realize how stupid this is <laughs> but they don't they won't so here we are it's just to, to me. I think the answer they want is that uh, you have to have them be properly motivated by whatever environments they grow up in, or that they don't have the will to. They don't have a chance to choose. They just don't have choice. Those are the only two correct yeah. answers. But yeah, if um, I'm a, if I'm a DM, sell it to me. Sell me your idea, and if it's good, and I think you can do it, go for it. Own power to make meaningful, interesting choices and judgments for their characters, including moral ones. So if Oh and, oh, and I guess because we, we sort of just skipped over it really quick. Uh, the big thing they said was the, the biggest strength of video games was allowing players to make moral choices. Um, yeah, that's stupid. And they just sort of asserted that in such a very uh, almost uh, casual uh, way that we didn't even really talk yeah, about it. I, Wait, right, also, yeah. well, you so, don't need to have a, a, an evil race that has good qualities for players to have moral choices in their RPGs and tabletop RPGs. That is that is right. correct. Yes, um, not every moral choice in a game relates to directly like like the like the evil the orcs in Lord of the Rings are a great example. They're like a delivery mechanism for all kinds of different other conflicts that will involve yeah. moral like choices still, and charisma. I'm still hung up on this claim that like one of the greatest strengths. What, what no, you the greatest. Exactly? Well, the I greatest. was going to say. I think we, if, we can roll back just a little bit. If the yeah, seven of us were to answer that question, what is the single greatest thing about video games? I feel it's like we're all going to have answers fundamentally. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say, well, unless you get really broad, and... uh, we're probably going to have answers that slightly differ in terms of just. But there's going to be an overall sentiment of just what games offer intrinsically as a as a medium. Probably that's probably where we're going to go with. Not like a particular. Say the greatest. Uh, what I was going to say is like it wouldn't be like oh it's because they can offer such a such an, a horrifying experience to be into a thing specifically or they can offer such an entertaining and laughable one you get oh it's about solving puzzles or like no specific or moral choices like no it's more the interactivity it's probably what people are going to appeal to mm -hmm. yeah it's the solving a challenge I think video games greatest strength is that they it it's gives it problem challenges to overcome over over yeah it's again. problem solving yeah. At its in, most fundamental, video games have access to a mode of engagement that other mediums don't. Yeah, that's just it. Yeah, you guys remember the thing. You can't do you do remember? Do you remember that 3D Tetris game that came out where they put in a story mode and they anthropomorphize <laughs> the pieces? What? And they're like what? an alien race or something, and it's like, dude, we <laughs> who asked for this? Who fucking cares? I just I wanted to play Tetris. 
like the joy of like playing the old Game Boy game is like you could just jump right into a fucking game where it's puzzles. Like not everything has to be about, about orcs and <laughs> really? fucking one bet one tribe of whatever against another. Like you know, you can video just have a very of... simple video game with like you know, that's the whole just premise puzzles. of Mass Effect is that the Reapers are evil. This is not up for discussion. That creates the central main conflict that sets up everything that you do. I'm offended by you doing that because <laughs> because it makes that me think of me black of people. Black people. <laughs> like the oh. Reapers remind me of black people. So fucked. Uh, the blacks want to reset the universe every 50 million years. <laughs> I've seen it, and they come down in their pyramids and they destroy <laughs> pyramid the ships. <laughs> yeah, um, this is the funny thing, like, because one of the things I would sell is why Soma is so fantastic is the uh, the moral questions it asks and the choices you have to make. But if someone said, like, do you think that's the greatest thing gaming can offer? I'd be like, no, I'd rather appeal to, like, an umbrella term, because that comes under interactivity your um your input so yeah you're the one making the choices yeah, weird it's like they're saying games their best trait is trying to make you think about your ethical systems and you're like uh i mean they can i mean do they that, certainly but... can do that but i feel like that's not the fundamental well imagine going over from a nine till five and they're like time to play video games where i question my existence that's what i do at work for eight hours a day i don't need this in my video game <laughs> actually undercuts the greatest strength games can bring to storytelling the player's own power oh, to make meaningful interesting games can bring to storytelling That's i still disagree point. like you can bring all kinds yeah of... i still don't yeah i, yeah, I, I guess still don't know what would be the more fundamental uh thing that games can do the storytelling well, if, i mean if stories were i mean any meaningful meaningfully interactive story is going to be full of choices to some degree and not all choices that you make in fact the the vast majority of choices that you make both in video games and in real life have no moral component to them whatsoever yeah, so like building my yeah. little lair in evil geniuses 2 isn't a moral one it's a efficiency yeah. one i'm like oh, how do i best place all this? and that's fucking super awesome and interesting for me or tetris that's not exactly a moral choice when you're trying to make the lines but if someone was like yeah but Even that's when why you're... That's why they're less meaningful than moral choices. Also, like, I'd be like, oh, chill out. Like, how much we <laughs> value what we're doing in our games for choices? You just put moral ones at the top. Some people will be like, I can't be asked to fucking decide if I want to kill one old person or one slightly younger person in this horrible game about, like, in Saw or something. It's like, I want to just put blocks on the screen, okay? <laughs> yeah. And even when we talk about, like, Grand Theft Auto, uh, how can I most efficiently rob and kill and destroy for the most amount of profit that's still not there's not even a moral component no. in that because none of this is real and it's not set up in, in, in terms of its morality it's it's a game where you're yeah. just having fun and trying to do stuff that you want the morality of that situation and those scenarios doesn't even enter into the equation for, yeah as a caveat though i'm sure someone out there's like i play my gta games very morally you'd be like okay <laughs> good <fine>. for you <laughs> i drive the speed limit i stop at all the lights <laughs> Fucking Poindexter over here. <laughs> well, it, uh, it's like f for such a a game with such a narrative focus as GTA. Like half the time I booted up GTA, it's just like, okay, I'm gonna see get to like five stars in like five minutes, yep. and just like just you know put in all the all weapons cheats and get the rocket launcher to start blowing up cars, and like you're not yeah, even left thinking right about up, the, right the up, characters or yeah, you're not even thinking about the characters of the story. 
You're just blowing shit up. Sometimes mm -hmm. that's all, what a game's all about, you know? I use so many, I use codes for Vice City so much, I still remember yeah. them in my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same. That and uh, San Andreas. What was, 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 uh, was, was it Circle Square, Circle Square, up, down, left, left? Was that for the tank in, in uh, Grand Theft Auto 3? Or was that for the lightsaber in Ratchet and Clank 3? Uh, uh, I can't remember. Damn. There's the tank, and then you could fly the tank. You guys, remember, remember when yeah. features were available through codes? That you could type yeah. in by finding the vowel in again? Yeah, yeah that? Was, that was cool. Yeah, I still remember it in my head. R black, L black, left down, right up, left down, 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 which gave you and Vice City a, a huge list because you couldn't have all weapons at once, I don't think. But there were like multiple cheats that gave you different huge sets of weapons. And that was my favorite. And so it would also like restore your ammo and give you more ammo for them, too. So we'd use that yeah. all the time and we just go crazy with them. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> R1 uh r2 l1 l2 up down left right up down left right that's that sounds like oh yeah that was something in gta 3 yeah yeah, yeah. i remember that yeah. one is that oh, good times. that sounds like the konami code as well abab is at the end right or what am i thinking is it different i don't oh, know the, i can't remember if anybody here like yeah the konami code i forget it um i think that was in pixels as well which is really cringy hello, hello. i just watched that yesterday Oh no! Oh, that was uh, that was pretty yikes. <laughs> that movie. Wait, what? What about the Konami code? Oh wait, Impulse One Hundred One is that Quake? Oh my god! I, I recognize yeah, Impulse One Hundred One. So. Oh man, Impulse One Hundred One. Yeah. Or, or uh, I have no idea what that is. Why do I recognize Impulse One Hundred One? My first guess was Quake, but it could be something else. Come on, chat, help me out. Wait, we could just Google it. No. <laughs> Wait, what is oh, is it Half-Life we're talking about? Half oh, was it a People general command? Yeah, or just do Half-Life. Yeah, yeah, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, start. I'm pretty sure that's the Konami code. That's the Konami code, code yeah. Everyone's saying Half-Life. Well, oh, it could be that yeah. change in momentum is equal to the applied force over the elapsed time. But maybe that's not what you're talking about. What was, uh, was it just God was one of the, was it God mode for Quake? I remember you typed God into the console, probably. I think, yeah. God mode is probably the one. I think uh, Unreal. I remember that in Unreal Tournament. Good times. Still old. <laughs> um, it, it, oh, the birth of God mode is linked to the creation of Doom in 1993. Oh. So the, the concept of a God mode sheet was first conceived. So, yeah, can go all the way back to Doom, 1993. Wait, now hmm. some people are saying Impulse is Quake. I can't understand you too confused. Impulse anyway. Quake. Sounds like Quake Terminus? Oh, well, right, uh, Impulse 101 cheat code, just see what the, if the first result is Quake or not. Yeah, it's like Half-Life. In, in yeah, a lot of people said it was Half-Life. Impulse 101 uh, Valve Developer Community Urban Dictionary. Maybe it was across yeah, more I think than so. just the one Valve game. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, let's go back to the video. <laughs> To make oh, me oh, yeah. interesting choices <laughs> and judgments for their characters, including moral ones. So if a game's creative choices apply a moral valuation to every member of an entire species before the players even meet them, well, now that's just taking that power away from the players. No, no, no. Turn, the, player, they... the player still has the power to act in whatever way they want. Okay, so there's so much <sighs> condensed into that, like, 10-second <laughs> segment. Yep. Look at um, this image. Yeah, so... 
first off, I have an, I have a huge issue with the pictures that they use because it's so insanely misleading mm-hmm. and it mischaracterizes sort of the whole point of what the their argument is here. Yeah. Um. And then you have the concept of you're robbing players of that choice, as if a game isn't literally about restrictions. Well, um, scenario. Mm-hmm. Helm's Deep is if someone on Helm's Deep was like, you don't know that they're evil. We should be the ones to decide. It's like they're attacking us. Like, what do you, <laughs> I don't care if they're evil or good. I really do. like, and that's most, if not all, the scenarios in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, the part where it gets floompy, and this is something we talked about for a potential sequel trilogy thing is when you start hunting them down to eradicate them. Like, uh-oh. Uh, we might need to question just to make... Like, are we doing a strict good here? And and that's where, like, a lot of this stuff might come in. But when they're attacking your big-ass castle, like, I don't see how this invading... I don't care if they're smiling. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Why even bring this up when the IPs... So... Yeah, go ahead. For simplicity's sake, I put the images here that they use. Mm-hmm. So let's take this first picture. I I don't know if you'll put it up or not. It's simple. So yeah, you okay. have the what I you have who I assume is the developer, unless she's just that much of a slut. You have the developer <laughs> telling the player directly with the personification of a developer. This is not an in-universe thing that they're telling us. Mm-hmm. This is an out-of-universe title crawl style opening credits the developer is telling the player that this race is evil which is different than an in-universe you know thing this so this is this should be like the the most assured way that you know that something is actually the way it is in a universe is these out of universe almost meta like descriptions of things that you say objective but they have they have the little what the little gooey boys they have them portrayed as like smiling and waving and friendly, so like extra credits is trying to say the developer is wrong. They're not actually evil. Mm, yeah. But how can the developer be wrong if the developer sure. says that they're evil? That can only mean that the developer is either lying to you, which is not a good idea, or two, yeah. <laughs> the developer is incompetent. Well, and they, even though they want this race to be evil intrinsically, they're not portraying them or their actions as such. Yeah, if the text crawl said, the evil goops are attacking your castle, and then someone goes, <laughs> I'll decide if they're evil, title crawl. Like, <laughs> let me think about this. Hmm. Well, that kind of goes into the second image, where you have the developer annoyed at the player, where it's like, yeah, I, I, I guess, sure, but I'm just telling you. But if you want to be that way, I sure it's your it's your choice as a player to not believe me when I say they're evil. And they even have the little gooey boy going. He's uh, he's he's glad to know that this player is going to personally decide whether or not they're intrinsically, morally, <laughs> essentially evil. He was like this this these two pictures just tell like so many different stories that are so confusing to the point that you're trying to give to the audience of this YouTube video. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of I would assume that these, I assume that these gooey boys actually are evil, and they're just trying to use their, their their happy, non-assuming forms to get you in closer, so that they could devour yeah. you. Well, so yeah. this is this is the question, right? It, it, the developer's it's, like, "Oh, you should have believed me when I told you, huh?" You fire your arrows and you all your weapons at these things. It goes through them. It doesn't do anything. They just phase through the walls of Helm's Deep, and then they phase into humans and dissolve them horrifyingly. But they're smiling and saying we the whole time. And so you as the the moral arbiter is like, I don't know that they're evil. This just might be what they do. (laughs) What do you 
I these images, despite making basically no sense, I think the point of them that they're trying to say is that it should be the player who decides these things, yeah. not the developer who decides whether a race is evil or not, even though that's literally their job. But yeah, oh, so weird, you make confusing... the fucking game then. Like, suppose, <laughs> yeah, this is what a game I made. Set of images. This is yeah. so suppose, so um, confusing. The easiest equivalent here might be Mario, and these are Goombas, and the developers like you can stand on them. Well, the, there is no message in that game that says Goombas are like strictly evil, right? I don't think so. They're just there. They just die if they touch you. Yeah, you, you don't. If you stand still, them. they will kill you. If you stand on them, they will die. Like, hmm. That's a question of autonomy, I guess. <laughs> like, should you should you be allowed to stand in their way, and should they be allowed to knock you out of their way? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, these are things. This is what I mean. This is not that game. Like, if you said that to fucking Nintendo, you need to have a discussion about Goombas. They'd be like, "Are you? What the fuck is wrong with you?" Like, it's like, well, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of allegory in Goombas. <laughs> like, I don't care. <laughs> And yeah, like, I think that they've accidentally created a very good representation of the developer after being told, I'll decide that. That would be your face. You'd be like, um... Well, yeah, if I was a developer and I told the players that, so these are the bad guys, they're evil. Like, there's no moral component to it, they're evil. You you kill them for points, and you try to get as many points as possible. And the player stubbornly says, oh, yeah, well, maybe they're not actually evil and maybe I can be friends with them, and maybe they could come to my birthday party, and I'll just be annoyed. Well, like, I'm funny. just telling they're you, like, okay, just fine, it's, whatever. It's funny, because they're like, I'll decide that. It's like, okay, so if you're playing Mario, how do you decide that the Koopas aren't evil? Do you just not play the game? Because you have <laughs> A to very short amount of experimentation of will tell you that they're yeah. essentially evil in the game, yes. <laughs> well, because people time, doing the whole... Yeah. You don't know specifically whether or not they are what you would define to be. It's like, I don't care. They're trying to kill me. Like, I don't understand why why we have to make it so complicated. I'm trying to walk through this area, and they are actively trying to hurt me. I don't understand why I can't hurt them back to save myself. People are very good mm -hmm. at compartmentalizing what levels a game's operating on. Like, yes. There's a tacit understanding that there are no moral questions in Mario. People aren't concerning themselves with that because it's not pertinent to the experience. Because that's yeah. <laughs> and then when it is raised, people are much more easily able to shift gears and you know actually engage with that kind of thing in this theoretical RPG where you have to kill the gooey boys and they look like friends. Who knows? The name persists. Smiling. Must be nice. Taking that power <laughs> away from the player should remake it. They never had the power to begin with. He just calls like the hell priests over to the fortress of doom. He's just like, "Come on, let's just talk it out, guys. I'll <laughs> a couple beers. We will well, figure this out." I know you're across, not bad guys. Comes across as the naive character of the story that gets fucking killed. <laughs> you're like, yeah, cool. Um, and like he that. says that you're you're robbing that choice from the players, as if it was there. So. No, yes. but also it wasn't really there to begin with. The only context yeah. I can like, see that not... working is if the DM said, "You believe they are evil," and then you go, "Yes." Well, maybe I, maybe I'm a little, I'm different on this one in this world. I'm, mm. I see them differently. Yeah. So, it's yeah. And if a DM form. tells you that, they fucked up. Yeah, bad form on the DM's part. They're not supposed to tell you how you feel. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> the the DM shouldn't tell you what you think unless you're been affected by like a spell or something. You know. It's yeah. Just, and. Barring extraneous circumstances, yeah. And then the, and then you say, I think, actually, that they're good, and I'm going to... Oh, this happens in Community. Um, uh, Fringy, you're the only person I think who's seen it. I'm not sure. But um, 
Uh, oh yeah Britta yeah, is Britta. the fucking idiot in their group and she's like i walk up to the to the orcs and i want to say hello look whatever creatures and then like the dm is like they start attacking you and she's like ah <laughs> <laughs> oh and then the part where um the guys uh where Ahmed was playing the the lowly barkeep who was like um and, she, and what she says, she's like, you you know, I'm no better than a gnome. Yes, you are, miss. You are three race classes above me. That's <laughs> disgusting. Don't talk that way. I'm so sorry, madam. Please don't report me for execution. Yeah, and then she's like, we really need to sort out this gnome problem. <laughs> They're all just like, oh my god. Honestly, it's it's like, community is, a, that episode is a response to this video. Uh, cash shape change on Duquesne. What shape do you choose for him? Fast. Fast. <laughs> Nobody else is gonna understand that reference, <laughs> but it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it feels bad that me and freaking the only ones who understand what the fuck's happening right now. But don't worry, yeah. just laugh and smile, guys. Good. <laughs> You'd like it, I swear. Extra credit. So, so extra credit yeah. seems seem like postmodernist and uni, basically pushing the idea that evil is subjective. Evil <laughs> is subjective. Um, uh, I have I have some also, very important life lessons to give to you. <laughs> please do not use the word postmodernist. You don't know what it means. Oh. Yeah. Evil is subjective. Oh. There is no intrinsic moral component to the that universe. Is... I'm sorry if you thought that was the case. Just what a postmodernist would say. <laughs> probably don't even. From... You probably couldn't even name a single postmodernist. Um, <laughs> well, just just get, just. Just tell me who the first modernist was in Frank. The, what about Dr. Ugin, Dr. Ugin Sushavle? I think he was on the recent Goodell. He's, he's oh, a Mihai Cheek sent Mihai a postmodernist. Probably. Yeah, fucking both. I was gonna I was gonna Google him, but I don't know. I can't fucking spell that. So I guess I'm just Oh, 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 I can use the Google voicey thing. Okay, here we go. Okay. Mihai Cheek sent Mihai. Cheek sent me high. Yeah, Mihai Cheek sent me high. So I'm gonna I'm gonna explain. I'm gonna post this guy's name. That's his name. Yeah, we we had an episode on this. (laughs) (laughs) But but because I I just to remind everyone because you know time passes. Yeah, Hungarian American Um, psychologist of post philosophy modernism. All right, that's what it is. Post philosophy modernum said sounds like postmodernist to me. I reckon it was words. Wait, what to think that evil is subjective may be the most privileged sheltered thing I've ever heard. You're wrong, buddy. It's, like, it's, wrong. it's genuine it's genuinely Sorry, the reverse. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um oh boy. I don't even know what I meant to start with that one. <laughs> like it's just wrong. Makes things easier. Uh, if, it's uh, not hard to read it all as a European. I don't even think that fellow Hungarians. What do you mean? I'm a European. Hard to read this as a European. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have read that without knowing it's Mihai, I was like, oh, it's Mihali. 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 Six cents. Mihali. Imagine Close if you're enough. doing a sales call and he was next on your yeah. list. You're like, uh, is the guy uh, with the white hair there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Mr. Is, this, um, is this Mr. C? Mr. C. I was about to say, make the same joke. Exactly. Same <laughs> <laughs> Yo, MC oh, You Hungarian. do it like in uh, the, the Evil Dead where you're like, is this my <laughs> 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 
You know what? <laughs> if you were Hungarian, it's probably easy to read. There you go. I, I'm Hungarian, and I can't fucking read that shit. <laughs> Turns out everyone I know my in Hungary people might be ashamed like, of no, me. No, I don't know it. I don't, that's a real hmm. one. Hungarians aren't Europeans. So... I know all names are made up, but that name is really, really made, made up. up. <laughs> that's just me rolling my face that's... over my keyboard. It's like, that's my Fr name now. <laughs> Fringy, this name, this name, because you taught me, this name is speculative fiction. <laughs> <laughs> from the players. And in turn, if a group of orcs, for instance, doesn't even have a choice about their actions, are they actually evil? Because look, if a... So well, this I... doesn't really... This doesn't really change it wouldn't much matter. at all, actually. Um, if Legolas yeah. was like, are they evil when attacking Helm's Deep? I'd be like, I don't really care <laughs> if, if these people are doing it by choice or not. We have to fucking survive. Uh, yeah, moral production um, isn't really relevant. No, You'd have to, they're the threat they're on the screen. Fuck, yeah, fuck if, if you want to make this an overarching kind of story where <laughs> maybe, like, you you would feel pity for them, perhaps. Like, you, I'm, I feel pity for this race or this creature or this species, these orcs. I feel pity for these orcs that they don't even have the chance to choose good. And that will lead to their destruction because we have to kill them. In the same way that you would view an invasive species or some... Or, or poisonous spiders, or something. I don't know, right? You, in, in a sense, you could feel pity and empathy for them, but that doesn't change what you're going to do to them, really. Um, so, it, it, it's also it's there's still no moral component there, really. You're still going to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So, unless also, I don't maybe really you're chopping it down with. I don't really care that the fictional orcs don't have a choice if they're going to be good or evil. Like yeah, who gives a fuck? It's not well, relevant. Shit. To the, well, he's to the about to get story. into. Yeah. yeah, it would. It it might affect your in-game character to be like, oh, it, it's kind of a shit. Zombies are. It, it depends on how you characterize them and what their their traits are. Um, yeah. Like if if a if a zombie was self-aware to some degree, like there was some shred of personhood left in them, but they wasn't strong enough to override their desire to eat brains or whatever, then you'd be like, wow, this is horrifying in a new way, that there's part of a person still trapped in there, and I feel so sorry for them. I still have to shoot them in the head. Yes. Right. Uh, so... And it's just... I mean, you, this you, is... you have to wonder, like, where... Like, if the line doesn't stop at, um, like, fleshing out like every single character that you like a race of characters like where is the line drawn where you have to stop fleshing out things in your universe like they seem to be saying if you draw the line anywhere if your universe isn't thought out in every facet in every like in all areas then it's like bad storytelling or game design like also like your you players are not you they're not you're not obligated to tell your player everything about the world because one you might not fucking know it but two, mm. the characters would have no way of knowing that information anyway, or the universe that they're in doesn't even have access to that information currently. Right. You know, um, the bugs in Starship Troopers, we would probably, if we were in that universe, casually consider, consider them evil, but like with yeah, closer inspection, evil. if someone went, you know, like, are they truly? They mm. seem to just be drones of a, of a mother brain or some shit for all I know. I'd be like, I don't, I don't care that much. Like, cause no. they they seem to exist to consume and destroy anything that isn't them. So fuck them. 
Like, uh, yeah. And and if I called that evil, and someone went, that doesn't line up with your definition of evil you used ten years ago to describe, I'd just be like, it's because evil's not. It's a little complicated, like in terms of exactly how yeah. I define it. We went over this in the beginning, but he's about to say, the fucking um, the tornado versus the the person, right? So like, a force of nature isn't described as evil. It's just right. it just is. And so, and I I don't think pointing out that complication of category means that like now we can't have it because it's too the orcs can't be they have to be evil or not okay it can't be that they because I think that's a commentary on like the drone aspect like Dalek Cybermen mm -hmm. or Borg they're not evil All it they are really, the way they are like the best potential you could get out of that for players is that some players might start to slightly think differently about the thing that they're doing anyway and the thing that they're doing isn't going to change now if you want to make it to where you have the aspect of well in this even kind of steers away from them being intrinsically evil but if you had a race that was like enslaved by some uh, some sorcerer a spell had been cast on them or they'd been robbed of their ability to choose in whatever way that exists in your universe then you could make that a plot point of we have to stop this but because they're not trying to do it on purpose, maybe we try to limit the amount of casualties we cause as much as possible. And maybe that could be your moral component. But if we have to, we're going to kill them, but I'm not going to feel bad about it because I have to defend myself. There's things you could do with this idea, none of which are probably going to be explored by this video. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it's, let's see. A person saying, boys a house. We call that evil because they chose to do so. But if a tornado... Well, okay, no, it's what not, if, what why, if that's not necessarily that. why we call... Yeah, it's, that's not... It's not even... It's 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 not... You're doing a bad job <laughs> of talking about evil in a video about evil. Very it's kind of not good. Talk about horror conundrums. <laughs> yeah, if, 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 if they had to destroy your house or else the planet would explode, they're not evil. If no. they destroyed your house because they just fucking hate your guts and your family and they want to take your shit, then yeah, they're evil. Sure. None of this is explored in your video about evil. Well, it's like, all he wanted mm -hmm. to say was, do we consider nature evil? That's that's what he should have said. And it's like, typically And then no. he went even worse because he said, hey, if somebody destroyed your house, it's like, well, why did they do that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the story here? <laughs> yeah, what you do and why you do it. Kind of important. Hey, remember, we went over this yeah. with um, Last of Us 2. People were like, if if someone killed your uh, your father, for example, you would just want to fuck him up. You wouldn't want to know why. It's like, I would totally want to know why. I would be like, why the fuck did you do this? Because I don't believe they did it for the right reason, but there's a chance. And besides, it's unsatisfying right. to know why. They, like, if, they, if you never find out, it's just a missing puzzle piece. We like to yeah. understand stuff. One thing to know why is part of closure. Right. Edo destroys a house. Good. Someone said, I think they're making a distinction between intentional destruction and an act of God situation. We know. They're just doing it bad. Yeah, they did it bad. Yeah, it's just terrible at it. Yeah. We know. We, we know. Well, I mean, it's very clear what they're doing, yes. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> evil wind. Evil like wind. Evil Yeah. That's... But if a tornado destroys a house, well, I mean, is That's wind my fetish. Evil? No. Therefore, if a game's world... Who changes their baby's diaper with the baby facing downwards? Freaks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the baby was being changed normally, got up and fired. Evil people. <laughs> it turned around specifically so it could more efficiently Bang. fart in the face of its caretaker. Well, that baby's, baby's a dick. Baby, babies can be real fucking dicks. We all know this. They vomit on things randomly. Wow. Thanks.
world building chooses to program every member of a species to destroy, aren't they more like the tornado? Now, if the player's characters no. are able to... No. Well, no. but even if, no. like, no. even if we agree to that, that doesn't change fuck all. If someone went, like, the orcs have no chance of being anything other than what they're doing, doesn't that make you quit? And I'm like, no, they're destroying our castle. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. We have... Mm -hmm. We have totally gone on a an, an entirely different like subject and tangent from the concept of a, a race that's evil intrinsically. Like we're, we we barely even explored that at all. <laughs> Hopefully we will, because we barely talked about that at yeah. all. This is a whole different thing that isn't that is somewhat related, but it's not re relevant enough to focus on to such a degree. Especially when you're running out of time. You know, for what it's worth, this is like a very minor point, but it's worth bringing up in the context of games. Usually in terms of your bog standard RPG, like the quest text, there will be a reason why you're going out to like go and kill this band of orcs or this group of slimes or whatever. There is a reason. You don't tend to right. just walk into them and, oh, well... There we are. I guess I'll kill him. And, and oftentimes as well, you're walking across the road and it goes, oh my god, encounter slimes. They've used splash attack and you lose health. And and you're, attacking. Like, you're attacking me. I'm going to attack you back now. That's just the way it yeah. I'm trying to think of maybe... No, I have to use diplomacy. <laughs> it's like, no, they might not be evil. They might just be doing what slimes do. They don't even understand the concept of language. They know only how to feed. You as a developer are doing a bad by making it so that things are programmed this way. Yet are they are they supposed to like parlay <laughs> like the slimes walk up and you know you shake their hand or... and then your hand gets sucked in and dissolved and they're like eh, 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 and you're like yeah oh, man. Like, we'll well, dissolve your other hand if you don't give us your gold and it's like oh well <laughs> we're back to the other we're back to the art of the gooey boys where you have the player just making a choice to be good when the developer explicitly told you that they are evil like this you can't do sense. this. You yeah, have to. This is not the point you're trying to make. You're you're being dishonest here with your with your illustration and what your what idea you're trying to get across. We're talking about things being intrinsically evil and how that relates to game design and writing, sort of. Yeah, we need to see the this next. This is not slide that. Where there's just a pile of bones on the floor and the slimes are again happy. You should have what... listened to the developer when they explicitly <laughs> yeah. went out of their way to tell you that this race is evil. I guess uh, actually. So, like, their, their fundamental point is that it is better if you have choices, which I don't think is, I don't think you can say that it's, like, uh, that it's fundamentally good game design to give people more choices. I mean, isn't, like, one of the biggest problems with a lot of games now that's, like, play it your way, you can do whatever you want. And also that means, that like, all of the mechanics are really shallow and the yeah, story really stops shallow. making sense because there's only so much that we can write. Um, we yeah, went over not, this with the Mark Brown EFAP, where he was like, what's so good about movement is all of the freedom it gives you. And it's like, it's actually the opposite. It's really well, yeah, it's like, limitations. crafted limitations, yeah. Well, I, I think it's just fundamentally, it's like, what is, what is, I always default to it, it's like, what is Thief about? It's about stealing things. Can I fight people? It's like, you can try, but it's not going to work out for you. And you might go, well, that's bad game design. I should be allowed to choose to kill people. It's like, no, you can't. You're a thief. Like, it's just not, you're not capable of no, doing we, this. The whole point of a game is, yeah, it, is, to, is, is like it challenges are central. You, you, you require, mm -hmm. challenge requires restriction because if you don't yeah. have any restrictions, there's no challenge. Mm -hmm. If you could just walk through the wall and grab it, 
without any effort or any issue and there's no amount of challenge or puzzle solving involved, that's only a game in the most basic and useless sense of the term. It's yeah. not a game in a meaningful yeah. way. If, by that... limiting what the <clears throat> players do, that can be good. It can be bad, but it can be good as well. It sets up it's what the actual. challenge actually is. Um, not everything has to be a moral choice. There's no reason that oh, good yeah. writing... Me, oh, they haven't even defined what that is, <laughs> by the way. But like, just because everything isn't a moral choice, that doesn't mean it's worse. That would yeah. be fucking taxing on your brain if everything was a fucking moral decision you had to weigh up and make in your brain. It turned you into a fucking nihilist because you'd get sick of this shit. You just couldn't deal with it. And if, like, another, I guess, example would be on one game, they're like, it's a game where you talk to one person when you're like, Okay, this game you can talk to thousands. Like, uh, don't you want more freedom? I'll go with the thousands, and they all just do the variation of hello, like five different hellos, and then the first one was like a full conversation yeah. that goes in all kinds of branching routes. Like, oh, it turns mm -hmm. out the more restricted one, quote unquote, was the more in-depth one. What games if... are there to offer you a specific kind of experience that has been cultivated in a particular way, generally designed to be experienced in a particular way or set of ways? In the case of games with builds. Mm -hmm. They are designed under restrictions with a certain directionality to them, such that they are meant to be experienced in a certain way, not with complete freedom. Freedom can, in fact, and often will be a part of that, but it's not fundamental it. to it. Right. Especially what when if... we're talking about a tabletop role-playing game where some guy has slaved away for so long <laughs> doing all this effort to create this world for you to you know, go around and stuff, and maybe he just wants to say, you know what? The slimes are evil. They're they're not even like thinking. Yeah. They they don't even have like a, they're just evil. They want to kill you and they want to consume and feed. They have no sense of morality. They're they're just evil. And there, done, finished. Now I'm moving on to things no, that are more meaningful. In I my need world. to know their entire history and their society. Um, this reminds me of as well what you just said about the like the work that DMs put in. Um, in the community episode, there's this guy who's trying to like poke holes in the DM's world, and he's like, "Can I?" And I walk like the, basically he says you start at a bridge you have to you have to cross the bridge and you have to use you know what's available with your characters to figure out how you're gonna get across this bridge that's not like it's a little bit rickety or whatever and the guy's like how about we just go backwards and he's like does does your world just not exist in backwards and then the DM pulls out this huge like set of papers and he's like you can go backwards <laughs> if you want to <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> yeah there's there's sort of there's a lot of sort of unspoken rules. And one of them mm. is try not to break this world that the DM, a a, a single person, is trying to make for He's you. Trying to, sort you of play a... within its boundaries, please. <laughs> kind of a dick move if the if the DM comes with a story prepared and then you, the players, make every attempt to actively ignore it, like yeah, even it's... outside of character. Yeah, there's there's this this give and take on both sides where I've created a general story for you to follow or a general area for you to be in. And the players are like, okay, we can't do everything we want, probably, because you're only one person. But we can do enough to where it feels like we have a lot of freedom within the confines that we actually have. Um, a lot of people... And if you want to do something, tell them in advance so they can prepare for it. A lot of people are taking issue with you saying slimes are evil. I assume what you meant when you said it is that it's the DM translating to you. They are the bad guys. They're going to try and kill you, okay? Because they're saying, like, do the slimes don't typically have a moral system to be able to choose with, so can they really be categorized as evil? It doesn't matter. Much? They're fucking evil. Kill them. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, the weird right. evil Stop is overthinking this. Like, really, stop casually. fucking overthinking yeah. this. There's no moral quandary in this. Yeah. There doesn't have I to be. 
And what if these jelly monsters were devouring babies and drinking the blood of children? I'm, I don't think this player would be walking up to them in the same way and going, hey, these are the good guys. This I choose that you are Why, you are, why good, are you doing this, guys? A good race of jelly people <laughs> eating babies. Well, like, were... sure, Surely that's negotiated by what the the race does. Like, Imagine like, um, are they they're... doing bad things? Like, like if there was like this can't just choose that fungusy goo that just grows in this cavern, and once it's big enough, it just moves around until it like towards sources of things to dissolve and consume for energy. There's no smile. There's no anything. It's just this goo, and it's like if someone said, you know, like we we fucking dissolve it with our you know anti goo guns whenever we see it. If someone was like, you don't even know if they're good or evil. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rags, what if the DM sucks and his world is poo-poo? So the DM, though in a different sense, is still a player. And yeah. even if their world is shit and it sucks, there is a level of understanding that not every people need to practice what they do. And he's doing a difficult job and if and he's bad at it and he's agreed to do this for you. So there's a sort of an understanding that you don't you're you're not going to be an asshole about it. You're not going to be directly confrontational to him or antagonistic. There are ways to explain to DMs that the world's broken like fundamentally in ways that you know so that that you can't quite ignore. These are also things that you don't have to bring up in game if you can help it. Um but yeah, you you still don't want to be antagonistically attempting to break the person's world, even if it's really bad and the DM sucks, because he's still a player at the table. Yeah. I, I, think, I would think most DMs you have to most DMs want to know that stuff, right? Like they would be interested because they they have fun with that. I I think most of them do. Like they yeah. do, they do DMing because they like that, like designing the world and then figuring out how it works. And surely, like they would want like. Oh yeah, I guess that doesn't work. I'll fix that. Like, yeah, if like you, you tell could, a DM, you have fun but, with that. yeah, if you said last session you said this thing about this, you know, group area, whatever it is, and this week you're saying this thing. There are ways to say mm -hmm. that that don't involve you're such a shitty fucking DM. We can't trust anything you say. <laughs> last week you led us on this one adventure, and now we're doing something completely contradictory to it. Why are you wasting our time? There are yeah. ways to explain to them that. There's a little I was like, hey, you know, to, by the way, it maybe it's just as simple as, oh yeah, you're right, I forgot, you know, carry on, you're right. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Yeah, that's a problem. It's like this so, is terrible. Uh, How long do you work on this? Brax <laughs> is sounding like a lefty again. here. Um, <laughs> what? what? Okay. Can we, uh, what? Oh, dispense um, dispense with the side. <laughs> okay. That's the weirdest thing. With the DM I'll, stuff. I'll assume. I'll assume yeah, that's like, you should be a dick to somebody when they've tried really hard to <laughs> do something lefty. for you. Okay, <laughs> yeah, the lefty position. You got get get out of that political lens, all right? Oh. Just, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just fucking Wait, I just have to hate that. Yeah, I think oh, Rex. Cool. When you're when you're in a tabletop role playing situation, it's a collaborative effort. It's it, it, the DM is also a player. That's facilitating the whole experience. So I don't think being an asshole to him is the the best way to do it, right? Yeah, especially when he's the god of the universe and he yeah, can fuck exactly. around with you. You don't want to create that antagonistic. Like I hate the idea of players versus GMs. Some people like it, but right. I like the idea that the, the there's not that you know that com competitive us versus you know you aspect in it. Um, mm -hmm. But. Uh, 
We have actually, I, I don't, the uh, Bill's in the chat. He said, I can tell you this much from DMing experience. Rags sure isn't a theocrat. So, yeah. There's a. Glad to see you, Bill. Hello, hello. Rags a DM. Hey, hey. One of these days, it's, it's on my list. It's on my list of things One to do. I, mean, I, I want to run a Pathfinder. Yeah, yeah on, you, on your list sometime. of things that you want to achieve in life, you know, family, kids, dungeon monsters. No, fuck that. Um, no, fuck I, that's I, I'm lame. <laughs> Just video fuck, games. Fuck video this. games. <laughs> no, I, 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 I was saying that it's just. It's fuck. You ruined my joke. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Rags ruined the joke. Wow. Your joke is like a. <laughs> your joke is like a broken world by a DM. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Whatever. To make moral choices, but an entire class of NPCs is inherently evil regardless of their choice. Then the game is either telling the player that moral choices don't matter, or it's simply what? driving away. Oh, oh fuck off! Moral choices don't matter. Oh my matter. god! No. <laughs> moral choices oh don't my matter. goodness. So how that's is not that's not the same <laughs> okay, category. Okay, so not. All right, let's take uh, Mass Effect as such a great example to use for this that it baffles the mind. Remember, Bioware was good. Yeah. So the Reapers are evil. They're <laughs> yeah. the bad guys. They want to destroy the galaxy, essentially. They have to be stopped. There's no real moral component to this. It's pretty cut and dry. They are the, antagon the main antagonistic force, and most of their cronies are the exact same way. They're essentially robot zombies. All of the Think of all the moral choices you make in Mass Effect and how none of them necessarily directly relate to how you interact with the Reapers in that confrontational sense. It's between different characters and different civilizations and you know, a lot of interpersonal dialogue between the party members and things of that nature. So to say that you're telling the players that moral choices don't matter is just... It, it's problem, so... It's taking a tiny... What? Theo, help me out here. What's the... <laughs> what's the... Is it the... The, the the logical fallacy where you take a like a tiny thing and you blow it up is it from do you know what it's called I I'm kind of drawing a blank here the the categorization fallacy something like that I don't know if he's even here um, well I think he, I he think... left me hanging that's all right it's all yeah, good bro, the point still stands yeah he's not there um I think he's all, that's, that's all right he's all it's all good here is like it'll be great. It's not, yeah. is it, oh, it's well, not the absurd, absurd, to absurdity or whatever one, right? <laughs> Compositional fallacy, I think that's what it is. Okay. Um, uh, thank you, chat. Um, but yeah, the, the idea that you're, you're telling players that moral choices don't matter because this thing that you decided wasn't like a moral choice to be made is ridiculous. A player was being dumb. This that's is so the naive... Weird character in movies that gets eaten by the first yeah. monster yeah. because they they just yeah. tried to you know that that's what that character is and now they're going to be slowly digested over thousands of years i can't believe the slime full of skeletons and bones ate me i thought it was a good thing <laughs> the sorry. dm told you specifically that this thing was evil what if there was a huge explanation you know, civilizationally for all of this but the story doesn't go over it because it's not that important like because this person's like, no, I will decide if they are evil from the information presented, and all I have so far is that they exist. Therefore, I don't believe they are evil. Oh, no, they ate me. Wow. That's bioessentialism. Like, you have no idea what it is. <laughs> that, that's like that movie, Grizzly Man, where the guy gets fucking eaten by the bear like he thinks he's 
like one oh, with the damn. bears. Yeah, and I remember would, that guy. Hang, it's a documentary, Werner Herzog. And like he thinks he's like one of the bears and he hangs out with them until one day one of them gets too fucking hungry and and it's sad. Sad ending. Do they wait, do they have um, that like on footage that happening or do they just describe it? Well, there's an audio tape. Oh. Of the oh. death, supposedly, and it might have been destroyed, or maybe like the 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 wife of the guy still has it, but only Werner Herzog listened to it. You see him in the movie listening to the audio tape. You don't hear and what's on the tape. You just see him with the headphones, yeah. and you're just like, oh shit, that can't be good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it just made me think of that that storyline. Like you 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 I, try I, I, and embrace nature, and it and it just eats you. I like that part in the documentary when when the guy when one of the pilots just said he was dumb for thinking he could be one with the bears. Oh yeah. The pilot the, the tragic aspect was that he he didn't die alone. He had his girlfriend with him when he got eaten by a, a rampaging grizzly or some shit. Wait, did she right see it and run she away? Died or? Too? She didn't. Yeah. Or or he tried to he tried to tell her to run, but I think yeah, the it was really fucked. Hmm. I'm trying to remember what? what happened. I remember the guy was being dragged by the bear. The audio. As I'm looking at this image on screen here, my brain is like melting because I've got so many thoughts coming to me all at once. Like, <laughs> extra credits made a video. I remember because I've seen this one where they were talking about, hey, when you're like learning to make a game, like start with something small. And I mean, you can extrapolate it broadly to the idea of, you know, your game, you need to make certain decisions about what isn't, isn't, isn't going to be a part of uh, your story or your game or whatever it is you're working on. Um, oh, fuck, it's gone. I, lo I lost it. God damn it. Um, <laughs> fuck. It, was, it was, it was, it was something worthwhile too. Um, oh, um. When you're making a game like, for instance, Mass Effect, and you have the Reapers who are evil, and that game can't function the way that it does if every interaction with a person, when they're talking about the Reapers, Shepard has the choice of, maybe the Reapers have a point, um, maybe we should stop doing what we're doing and end <laughs> this mission and let the Reapers kill us all. Like, the game can't function if you give people that option. There needs to be some sort of binding narrative thread that can't be changed that propels you forward. And generally, that means that you're going to have to settle on certain statements of like, this is what we're doing. These are the bad guys. We have to stop them. Um, and then right. you can go even further than that. I'm willing to bet that Extra Credits really likes The Last of Us 2. Now, in The Last of Us 2, that's a game that's trying to present you with a conflict where th there's meant to be a gray area, where the difference between the good guys and the Hello? bad guys is a lot more... Um, complicated. <laughs> However, that game does not give you the choice not to kill the enemies that they tell you that you have to kill to progress. Yeah. So, like, if you're playing that game, and you're Ellie, and you see, I don't know, the, the, the wolves or whatever, whatever they were called, you aren't presented with the button of, how about we turn around and go home and not kill these people, because they're just survivors like us getting along doing their own thing. You don't oh. get that choice, despite the fact that the game tells you that there is moral gray area when it comes to killing these people. Oh. But oh, you no, don't right. get that choice. Does that mean? There's also yeah. when when the guy is the, the is only Wait, enemy left. You, you know, you know the the kill them all sections, or you can stealth them, but and you decide to kill them all. Yeah. And there's this one survivor that is begging to not be killed, 
and you have the you, you can try not to kill them but they usually have a gun hidden away and they try to kill you anyway so so fuck off game we're like we're, yeah. we're there's nuance in, well, in I guess where, where everyone's trying to kill me anyway right it's it's like fuck off well i guess the only reason i'm bringing it up is because whether or not the game tells you that you can make a decision whether or not the people you're fighting are good or bad usually you don't have a choice on whether or not you still have to kill them to progress um but that but the, mm. but the problem is that there there is no way that you can make this game this game can't exist just un until we got like a computer that can make this kind of video game that can do this it's not possible it's only a certain amount of things that a game can possibly account for yeah i mm. think i think theo you're you were the one who said it uh if correct me if i'm wrong like if they wanted a game like that, it would have to be more uh, linear than the game that's that already came out. Yeah. Like if they wanted that sort of ambiguity shit. They want to tackle just, last yeah. yeah. If my, my I just brought that up because even they're they're trying for the ambiguity part, but everyone in the universe is an unrelenting asshole. So I, I don't know, man. And we're gonna go for our ambiguity, but also we have the video game enemy that will try and yeah. attack you, and then it will fall over and go into a no, please don't kill me state, and then get back up and start shooting at you again. Yeah, exactly. so, <laughs> yeah I don't know. So lame. What's yeah. Over there? <laughs> well, this is the Ludo narrative dissonance thing, right? Where the yeah. your objective as a player and the objective of the character you are playing in the story are not in alignment, and yeah. that's in a lot of games. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, you you take it or leave it. But uh, there's yeah, yeah. there's games like Doom where that isn't a problem. Like the <laughs> Maybe player's the demons, objective John. and Doom guy's objective are exactly the same, and that's one of the reasons I think that franchise works so well. <laughs> yeah, it's very simple. Understand Kill all things on the screen. That's what Doom guy's <laughs> thinking. That's what you're thinking. There's yeah. a there's a strong harmony there. Yeah. It understands that it doesn't need to do or focus on much. Doom Eternal got a bit too caught up in its story and lore stuff, but on the whole, all of the games, they understand very clearly you don't particularly care about the story, you don't particularly care about the world, you don't particularly care about really anything or any potential moral quandaries of whether the demons are right or whether Hayden is right. You are here for the gameplay, which is killing demons. Right. Yeah, they. it's it's pretty pretty clear. Though, if you want to put a bunch of story stuff in your Doom game, it will be valid for criticism. So, yeah. And the the Last of Us is definitely has a problem with that because Ellie is thinking like, "Oh, how do I navigate this? What's the morality of killing people on the way to whatever?" And you, as a player, are thinking, "Run along the edges and mash triangle." <laughs> like, yeah. as and a player, kill everything along the way. As a player, your only option, if you want to try and buy into the game's moral ambiguity narrative, is to just reject the fiction in its entirety and stop playing. Which is right. Yeah. Which means it's fundamentally broken on that level. Theo, you can't do, engage do you like, with it. Uh, do you like Spec Ops: The Line, or do you not? Uh, I have mixed yeah. feelings on it, and it's been a right. long time since I last spoke about it or saw anything about it. So uh, I'm yeah, not I guess sure. So curious because that that's kind of it's almost like a lot of people say that that's what that game is about right you could you can stop this by just disengaging from the game but then it's like but i want to play it so hmm. but yeah. then the game if i'm not mistaken the game does also give you a lot of means to handle situations that could go bad in you know unintuitive yeah. but 
different manners. Like I seem to recall, there's a huge crowd massing, and you can just start shooting. Yeah, into the that was if you my... start shooting into the air, then yeah. the same thing happens. Well, I was really that... happy with that moment. Yeah, that's yeah. That gameplay is is really <laughs> clunky. I find it a very frustrating game to play. Not too mm -hmm. frustrating. It's kind of like Fifty Cent Blood on the Sand, where it's like just <laughs> just playable. <laughs> you can like get yeah. through it and not fall asleep or but like uh what that what spec ops does at the end is amazing like i've never seen a I really game like it. do that like and i'll always remember the game for that like no another game has done that for me <clears throat> All right. very good video game adaptation of heart of darkness right edge between the player's morality and the morality that applies to the rest of the world blocking the player from further becoming a part of it. There's plenty of things oh. you get blocked out of doing in all kinds of games because they're not about that. Yeah, game, games mm. block you out of being able to scratch the bottom of your foot. Is that a problem? Morally, yeah. yes. I can't take a shit in your game. Like, I, I can't know. be friends with this one species that the game developer has designed to specifically be a combat challenge for me. Ooh. Well, fuck this world. Or is like, you like, are how do you of... enjoy games ever? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, also, I want to... Like, good luck rationalizing that as your character when every single time you run into these things, it's them running at you to attack you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bizarre. And this applies to just everything. There's a game, as some people have referenced in chat already, called Orcs Must Die. It's a tower defense game where orcs attack you. Yeah. Uh, is anybody actually being like, Orcs Must Die would be way better if you could choose which team you could be on and you could you could talk to each of these. It's like, what are you. It's a tower defense game. They're not. What are you doing? Yeah. Like. Games are about moral choices, okay? That's what that's what they're good at. Oh, yeah. All games. Statement. For like, imagine, yeah. imagine saying that what I'm looking oh, for. Oh, what are we doing? Oh, 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 no. <laughs> oh, don't, don't do forty k. You don't. Oh, want to Jesus eat. Christ! <laughs> oh, wait, there we go. Okay, it was inevitable. Just, I'll just let him talk about the forty k part because that looks interesting. Well, well uh, were you saying something else, or should we uh, carry on? I was, no, I'm just going to say that imagine that what you're looking for in a video game is being challenged morally and not having fun with a game. What the fuck kind of shit is that? <laughs> Look like, for that in some experiences. Not all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I feel, I feel yeah, like it's more I mean, applicable. There could be a game that's like that, but I'm not going for a game for that. Yeah, three can morally challenge you pretty effectively and that's one of the game's biggest strengths i'd say this is this is the thing this is all over something like soma and if someone said like that needs to be in doom and similarly doom's gameplay needs to be in soma i'd be like you guys need to chill like <laughs> developers are people working with limited time and resources and they need to focus around what they are trying to do not, not accounting mention... for every bullshit whim of a player yeah, yeah, exactly. Not to mention, dare I say, tone. Like, a, a kid's game yeah. of Mario. It's just like, should you execute all Goombas in the Mushroom Kingdom? Yes or no? And it has a thinking face. <laughs> and you're like, I, I don't... Uh, uh. It's not the focus. It's got nothing to do with the experience. Makes me wonder if there are games that Extra Credits has recommended in the past, even though it does exactly the opposite of this, and it presents enemies as clearly being evil that you have to kill and overcome well, as... You know, challenges. And As Freddy yet... mentioned, um, Last of Us 2 was probably recommended by them, I would imagine. Yeah. Fucking fuck up. Probably. And that's a, a game that's all about, here. like, the specific, the complications of morality and stuff, but the, it's as generic as it comes for gameplay with enemies to shoot. Isn't, like, you come across yeah. the, the girl playing the PSP, 
and you like get into a, a situation, it's like a cutscene where you don't you don't have to kill it, but then she like tries to attack and you just kill her anyway, and you're like, Ugh. oh, <laughs> yeah, it just tells players kill them all, pretty much. The yeah, I, I very think... well equipped to talk, to tackle its subject matter. <laughs> and that's where I think the criticism should come in when you have Doom. What do you mean? Doom never had a moment of like, you know, what are the demons like? Do they do they watch TV? Do they like? Do they like me? Yeah. What if they were just conscripted against their will in this demonic <laughs> army and they don't really want to be here on Earth burning people? But you know, it's 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 you know, it's, what are you gonna do? What, wasn't one of the stories in Doom just oh they 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 got my rabbit and I'm gonna That's kill the them all or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kill them. God, it's like John Wick. <laughs> becoming Don't. a part of it. For instance, in Warhammer 40k, this inconsistency is central to the Imperium of Man's villainous creed. Individuals' human choices make them good or evil, whereas aliens are created evil. And of course, Games Workshop yeah. made that choice to facilitate... Oh, wait, are, are you saying that uh, the Imperium of uh, Man isn't a, a, a totally sound organization that I... is entirely rational in every way? I never played... <laughs> Hold on, let me go and find the quote. Because no, the Imperium of Man is described described as the most bloody regime imaginable. Yeah, <laughs> it's they're, bad. They're not Everyone the good guys. There are Twitter comments sucks. that say that they misunderstood Warhammer. This is the point in point in Warhammer, and I, I have no clue about Warhammer. That's, that yeah, basically everyone is pretty much yeah, evil. Like yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone piece sucks. of shit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks. There's nothing good coming. Everything good already <laughs> happened. It already <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest way to describe like a dystopia ever everything good happened already <laughs> yeah. we're all out of good it's all yeah. downhill oh, God, sorry. i feel like if the if the people i i believe the developer lady when she points to the necrons and say all of them are evil i th probably yeah i'd believe her i wonder if... like a really fun universe for how grim it is I wonder if he even actually knows the Necrons law, or Probably if he's just Probably using them. Not. So all of them are even unlike all the all the species and races are like at war with all of each other. Yeah. Like, it's just like a constant war against yeah. whatever the fuck. Everyone's at war with everyone all the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. Warhammer Forty K sounds pretty cool, actually. Oh, it's it's fun. It's very silly. It's great. <laughs> oh, I I really like the universe. I have no clue about it, but it, when I play the game, it's like, yay, Space Marine. Also, Space Marines <laughs> look awesome. That's such a oh, cool yeah. design. Oh yeah. I had a friend who had a dedicated table and collected the models and hand painted them all, and it was fucking huge. And I was like, yeah. that looks so cool. But. I think uh, it looked like a very tedious game. I don't know. Yeah, probably. probably you ask if it was problematic. When I was younger, I wanted to get into uh, Warhammer, and then I saw the prices. Like, I can't afford this as a child. This is possible. <laughs> oh, dude, the amount of money that guy spent is fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. All those models and paint and supplies and stuff. I don't even. I don't even think the Necrons are capable of compassion. Like, it's not even something they can do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not even a thing that they're normal Necron warriors. No. I can't really generate any kind of like arguments here because I just have no context for what the Necrons even are. <laughs> I just know that their name makes evil them sound robots. pretty evil. Well, <laughs> they are sound pretty evil. Well, before they got updated a while back to become Space Tomb Kings from Warhammer Fantasy. If anyone knows Warhammer Fantasy any better, I uh, love it. Tomb Kings. But, uh, I only know it from the Total War Warhammer games. I love yeah. those. Those are fun. They're essentially space grumpy old Egyptians who have just yeah. and want their land back. They want all the kids off their lawn. 
and all of these drone people, like the people you see pictured there, probably mindless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so in this case, if someone was to tell me, you shouldn't describe them as evil because that's not quite correct, like in in terms of the specifics, I'd be like, no, 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 it just it gives you an idea. They are irredeemable. They're going to attack you. You got to stop them first. Like whether yeah. or not they peace was never an option. If someone was yeah, like, yeah, but they're Legitimately, not. peace was never an option. And if someone they know more <laughs> evil than a hurricane, I'd be like, You're I'd want to stop a hurricane too. <laughs> like I don't really care if it's evil. <laughs> I am not pro hurricane. Hot take. And again, this bears repeating: the Imperium of Man are not the good guys. Nobody's the good guys. Mm. Oh, okay, developer, that's problematic. Saying that all of humanity <laughs> is bad. Yeah, okay. your side's evil, but it's your side, so, you know, <laughs> these are the cards you've been dealt. Facilitate a war game where lethal violence is the only option. But then folks also saw that in the 40k novels and RPGs, which required more interesting narrative complexities, Imperial heroes have to grapple with and recognize the- but, So that could actually happen between iterations of- so For example, like, um, if Star Wars did the whole- Stormtroopers roll individuals who don't necessarily. They had the agree. fucking balls to yeah, and <laughs> actually explore that, which they don't. And if someone said yeah. that makes a new hope look so much worse or something like that, I'd be like, no, no, it doesn't. Like it's a war. Oh. Like what are they gonna do? Just lay down and die because they feel bad. The Death about Star was a people? valid military target. Like yeah, th this this is something that happens. And, and then if you want a new context where they're getting hunted down and you find out there's loads of Finn-like stormtroopers that are like the Republic never had the right ideas and that I wanted to fight against them, but I hated you know Alderaan and all those sorts of things. And uh, now I hate that I'm being exterminated because I disagree with them politically or whatever. And it's just like, oh, you could have that story. It doesn't change fucking... I'm assuming that's the point they're making here is that in one instance of Warhammer, it was X. And in another instance, you see them in a slightly different way or whatever. Like you're trying to be mm -hmm. more complex, but I, I just don't know how much I trust the writing of Warhammer novels. <clears throat> Oh, well, I was going to yeah. say, I don't even know how much I trust Because you can try to make their... things more complex, but they come out to be worse. I, don't I also don't think that's even correct. I don't actually believe him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also a component. I don't trust the, you know, I don't trust this I have friends guy. who read these things, and uh, that's not what I hear. I'm well, pretty you know, you never know. he's lying out of his ass right now. Your or current year games workshop, you never know. Maybe, yeah. you know, maybe everyone else was actually good, and the humans were the only... Truly evil people, and everyone else was just yeah, fucking so wait, bullshit. These are called Sisters of Battle or Sisters of War or something, and they burn people yeah, regularly. Yeah, they're <laughs> zealous nun people things. Oh my! They just burn people. It's their job. They just burn people. Nice. The logic of that greed, based on their own experience. Based. Okay, but now you might be asking, <laughs> what if you're playing the kind of game where you're engaging in violence because it's exciting and fun? Not because Ooh. of its moral dimensions. Oh my god. Where yeah. the meaningful yes, choice exactly. is about tactics exactly, rather bitch. than <laughs> ethics. Maybe the goal is to take moral calculus out of the problem. Sure, one solution might be saying, all orcs are evil, go ahead and shoot them. Yes. But in that situation, as soon as someone inadvertently feels some empathy, as people often do for anything... Well, that's their fucking mistake, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how this goes any further than, like, we're all playing, you know, whatever, Mario, whatever, and I'm just sitting there and I go, maybe the Goombas aren't so bad. You guys would just be like, yeah, yeah whatever. Anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can test your theory over the there by yourself. You guys <laughs> operating on a moral level. The situation stop. he's contemplating is even worse. He's like, oh, there's a marauding band of orcs. And after killing them for XP, one of your party members goes, oh, maybe all orcs aren't bad. What the fuck is up with that? 
it's so weird these situations and it almost seems yeah, like he's like... going the way of like as soon as someone has that thought you know it's over it's like what do you mean that made me think of uh metal gear solid 4 where you fight the bosses and then you get the backstory after it's like well i don't care now yeah well, exactly. he's dead now it's like, mm. just a big lore dump as well like it's not yeah. handled it's handled with all the grace of a hammer you can be grateful with a hammer maybe okay sure Believe it when I see it. Feel some empathy, as people often do for anything seeming even vaguely alive. The easy answer huh? becomes less easy. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. this is a failure on the You're idiot just... player who decided that. Insane. I I question are. the morality of anything vaguely alive. No. No, the that's thing not you're true at all. Alive. <laughs> The orc like, is our, like, what the fuck is You know those about? creatures that embed themselves into, like, ant brains and make them commit suicide or whatever? It's like, they're living. <laughs> it doesn't mean I think, like, cancer is living. <laughs> I don't know, this is weird. Stop playing a video game because, like, oh, maybe those people I have to kill aren't that bad. I'm not gonna play this anymore. It's like, oh, okay. Like, like imagine this asshole playing a, a JRPG <laughs> and every random encounter he's traumatized. Like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh no, he has In a family. Order. Like, shut the fuck up. Oh my god. I'm I'm crazy. right. It just it just gets in the way. Like yeah. they're they're saying like it's bad game design to not flesh out your evil characters. And I'm playing Doom. I keep bringing up Doom, I know, but like it's just <laughs> good such a example. good example, good right? Essential. If I'm killing enemies in Doom and the satisfaction I get from that game is the gunplay, getting glory kills, watching the fucking an alien or a demon get its head chopped off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like if I'm thinking like, oh, like what's how's this how's this demon gonna feel about me shooting? <laughs> like that gets in the way of that pleasure. So that is by definition not good game design. So oh. this fucking stupid theory doesn't work. I would say it's, like uh... that that's a perfectly valid way the game could have been made, but it wasn't made that way. The yeah, game but that's a different account game for that than yeah. the one we're game, playing. Yeah. Game could not account for those concerns. <laughs> The, the the extra credits guy is saying that we should account for players that might have this triggering moment. And I'm like, fuck off. I just want to play fucking video games. Get out of yeah, my house. I want to grill. Leave me alone. <laughs> Holy shit. If you, yeah, if you want to play a game the where everyone is morally ambiguous and... You constantly have to make alliances and, you know, test your luck with trusting people and making these moral choices. Play that game. Mm -hmm. Just or don't make insert that, that into games where it doesn't make sense. I think... Find games where that experience is on offer. Don't go to games where that experience isn't on offer and criticize them for not offering the same thing as the thing you want. Yeah, no, so this is what they do. They poison like everything that. they touch and they try to turn it into something that they approve of. There's already yeah. a game what, what, like what that. Mostly, what mostly happens when they start toying with the whole thing is like, oh, baybe he, I just killed a real person. They had a family. Like, is it like Tomb Raider, like the the most stupid <laughs> thing? Was like, there's like the one scene. It's like, oh shit, I killed someone. No, oh, no. And then after they just I mean, move no, no, down no, no, all the enemies, and no one cares. Like, oh, that, that, that <laughs> doesn't cool. help. But yeah, games are terrible generally at accounting for things like that with their mechanics. It's just like, well, okay, a single campaign like... will do the trick, right? Think of the um the edits you make, right? You, you have it be that she killed that one. She's utterly shocked by it. It's like, so the whole game is going to have to be she either kills very little people in very specific circumstances. Well, there's just nobody really around. So what are we doing? And it's like, well, no, there's gonna be plenty of enemies to kill. It's like, 
the, we need to not have the scene <laughs> like, we just had. Like, we have to get rid of mm -hmm. it now. Like, the yeah. the mechanics are almost dictating parts of the story, which I think is, that's how it they works have for to. games. Yeah. They have to. They will dictate oh, to each other. The story should dictate mechanics that need to be oh, present, wait. and mechanics need to dictate things that can and cannot happen story-wise. <laughs> oh, there's a great example of a game like that. Where you, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, you can't do a stealth kill immediately, even though there are so many opportunities to do so until the player plays through the mission where she, he's taught how to do it. It's, it's, a, it's a great hey. game That's, that, that doesn't give a fuck that the Mongols are evil. So, so yeah, you could, you could just kill everyone in that fucking game. Well, that's it's problematic. Operating on a moral <laughs> stratum, they are opposed to me, the, like, than my faction, so I will oppose them. That's problematic. That's problematic. Cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Very well. I remember there was a time when problematic, when I entered it into, like, Microsoft Word, there would be a red underline. I'm not even sure that problematic was a word until recently. That's problematic. <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually, I'm pretty sure that it wasn't and that it was added recently. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but Google, uh, yeah, Word used to underline that red. Hmm. Exist. <laughs> you know what? I used to do that for LOL as well. Now it's it, it's not red. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Vaguely <laughs> alive. The, the easy answer becomes less easy. And if the goal of your game is to it's stop players to from engaging in moral debates and just fight some bad guys, you kind of got to say something more reliable than, oh, it's fine. They were all born this way. What do you mean? Why? No, you don't. Do you? Why? You don't. No, you don't at all. What if Absol the people in no, the universe under don't understand no. them? What if they're literally like, they just do this shit? We don't know, but we gotta mm. kill them to make yeah. sure they don't kill us. Yeah. What is? Yeah, why is it your responsibility just... to say, you know what, the Groogs on screen, they're actually very complex in terms of how they work. Because this is the logic of the Daleks, I guess, right? Like, we before the Daleks were explained, because there's like an episode that's all about their history, they were just things that fucking kill everything. We gotta stop them simple as that and that's how a lot of these things start out until you're like what else can we do with these now it's like i don't know i guess we could talk about their history like and try and see where they go next because they're um their use as a one time one episode one week one game enemy is kind of like done now so what else do we do but like the idea that we ha we start out with that is immoral or something because you have to explain where they came from i was like shut the fuck up what are you talking about yeah yeah just look at predator <clears throat> like look what they did to this Fucking predators. Dude. Imagine trying to Haunting apply this to a like a Lovecraftian like, oh, setting. Okay. This is play... how you get Tetris story mode. Who even is the bad playing guy? Call of Cthulhu, <laughs> and you have to explain to all the players all the motivations and the backstories and the reasoning for all for why all these otherworldly creatures well, behave and think in the way that they do. So you could really understand them as complex and sophisticated entities and. There's no mystery there. They're just gonna yeah. destroy an entire genre for our morals. <laughs> like, we can't be having <laughs> like this hideous, like barely understandable creature with all the tentac tentacles and eyes and stuff, and it's just ripping through civilizations as it consumes planets or whatever. You're like, well, well, what does it think about you know, like abortion? In pretty much every example of this that exists, they're attacking you. <laughs> they initiate the conflict well, in like 90% of instances where there is an evil enemy faction. <clears throat> and it's part of what I find so fascinating that if the reveal it would, would be something like that's just what it does, this hideous creature just moves through the universe, consuming planets, whatever. We don't understand who made it or why or why 
how it came to exist that way. It's just like, that's it's this is an entity, we have to fucking deal with it. And then these people are like, no, you have to write a history. <laughs> Actually. Insane. I don't know what the history of the tornado is. I don't want to feel mad. And you have to write a history is like yeah. a fundamental misunderstanding of how people consume media. But there's, you got, you get a game like people... Final Fantasy X, right? Which is about a big whale that fucking eats everything. But there's an actual, like, it eventually gets into exactly what it is and why it's there because that stuff's actually relevant to that story in that game, right? If it's not relevant, don't have it in there. If it is, then have it there. Like, doesn't always have to be the case. What's funny, by the way, as well, is someone just mentioned um, oh, Dutch felt bad at the end of Predator, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, funnily enough, in Predator, once he's uh, fucked him up with the trap, he picks up a, a big rock to smoosh his face, and he sees the Predator spit up blood and just basically be defeated, and so he puts the rock down. Yeah. And someone said, you see, he's he's understanding that it's more complex than just kill. And it's like, well, no, it's the, he's not killing oh. him anymore. Because right. So he doesn't no, have to... Yeah. You know, it's, it's just a this simple... Ever... And every and after that scene, right? The Predator smiles and he activates self-destruct mode. I don't know yep. if that's, like, an understanding. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Um, well, there's room to argue that the Predator gave him enough time to escape as a, a form of respect. You, you, could, you could say uh, that. Okay. But, uh, okay. but it's still enough. important to reference, like, just because they may be more complex doesn't mean you shouldn't treat them with we need to kill them before they kill us. <laughs> <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. Like, no, that's rude. Yeah, self. the The idea of self defense is quite universal, I'd say. So it's a really good motivation for why you need to enact oh, violence against something else. Maybe these mm -hmm. people are, are so sheltered that they couldn't even think of that concept. Is that a possibility? Maybe. I mean, I I think there are a bunch of lefties over there. So the idea of self defense, maybe it's just not something you're too keen on. Yeah, I, I just remember, this is an off-tangent uh, story, but I, I have this friend who's from Germany also, and she, she visited here, and she tried an MMA class, and the, the instructor told her to put her guard up, and she was laughing during the exercise, and, and, and the instructor was like trying to punch her, and she, she didn't punch her all the way, like, solidly, because she wasn't holding her guard up. And I immediately thought she didn't, she was laughing because she couldn't contemplate the situation where she had to be on the defense or protect herself. That's what I thought. So I, I don't know. It's kind of like this naive idea that people, that they're just bad people. And I think that's, that's kind of related to the cartoons now. Oh, this is a, this is an off tangent. Like, like in Steven Universe, they just forgive the, the bad guys, even though they do really bad shit, and they they're not really showing how they get redeemed. Or in Shira, the the evil girl is just misunderstood, and she just needed to to have that push or some shit. I don't think these people understand they're like evil shit. There's evil shit in the world. I don't know, mm -hmm. man. It's just an off-tangent rant. Uh, hmm. I had a, a guy DM me one time, and hmm. he was arguing to me that good and evil were just labels. Hmm. And uh, I, I was just thinking, dude, like, can you imagine if everybody thought that? <laughs> like, what 
how fucking horrific the world would be. Well, yeah. in the sense, right? I mean, technically everything's a label. They're labels, but, but they're not just labels. Yeah, they're not all. Yeah. There's a lot well, of stuff. Sure, I mean, I mean, they they are. You use them to categorize behavior, but like, yeah, exactly. They're not just labels. They do actually mean something. If what, I think he was implying that they were like meaningless. Yeah, yeah. You if can just a, decide what's good and evil. If there was a civilization that was entirely okay with like every time every two children whenever they reach 10 one of them has to consume the other like that's an important part of this civilization we'll be like your fucking civilization is evil but they'd be like right no uh because from our point of view it's not it's like oh yeah no i, I understand the whole label point of view blah, blah 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 but like i would i know that i don't have to convince much of anything for anybody in our current society that that is evil like it appealing to like the sort of intersubjective understanding of what we're referring to when we say evil like it's it's just reprehensible bullshit um and we kind of consider right. that for these creepy alien green things that are going to come and eat all of our all of our people and destroy all of our buildings like oh they're just straight up evil yeah yeah fortunately was, the real sorry one more thing i was just thinking too like if you're gonna make if you're gonna say that morality is so integral to game design then I would think that superior game design would be exploring that good and that evil to like the maximum extent that the hardware allows, I guess. And but how evil do you go? And then you get a game like Hatred that comes out. I don't know if you heard you've heard of that, yeah, yeah. but like it's, you yeah. basically pl play as a shooter, a mass shooter, yeah. and the gameplay is shooting innocent people. Like, and everybody got triggered and said the game should be banned or whatever not everybody but yeah a lot of people there was a big yeah buzz around it like how how far do you get let go like if you're gonna make morality key to the whole fucking game theory thing like how bad is how how bad should you go in a video game mm -hmm. yeah and they've made it clear that if you have if you're a nazi you need to be stopped <laughs> like not even be put yeah. in the game um it's always that, uh, bro, there's a lot of civil civilizations where they're fine with eating each other's hearts and killing children on altars for sun gods. It's like, yeah, I don't really have much trouble labeling that evil myself. Like, it's just, mm. I don't know if anyone's different on that, but I'll just be like, oh, a civilization built on killing children once they reach a certain age to sacrifice to a sun god. I'd be like, you guys have issues. Yeah, yeah. that's like cultural relativism, right? Where you're just like, they're, oh, they're doing, that's just the way they do things. That's fine. It's like, well, maybe it's a bad way of doing things. <laughs> maybe it crosses yeah. a line. Maybe I don't maybe. agree with that shit. Um, let me <laughs> maybe show you they shouldn't the be sacrificing children. Like, can we agree on that? Yeah, I'm not Whatever. a big fan of sacrificing children. I reckon you should let them grow up. Color. Yeah, I'm gonna make. Uh, I'm gonna run for the president on that. On that. That policy. As a child or later? I'm already. I lost my chance to run as a child, unfortunately. But I, I am saying once a child, child begins to understand the joys of the world, you fucking kill it. The second they realize the world isn't as great as they thought, it's like kill them, kill them before they realize. Let them, <laughs> let them stay pure. The world's made progress on this problem because sometimes in this day and age, people actually bear visual signifiers which say, "I'm evil," not because of where I was born, but because. I, I feel like I need to go back so I can get the how yeah, we yeah. segued into this topic here. <laughs> let me, let me pull this back. Just a little bit. Okay. Here's the problem. Because sometimes in this day and age. Oh, wait, we should probably go further back than that. I think, yeah, go back to like 4 the uh, 45. You kind of got to say something more reliable yeah. than, oh, it's fine. They were all born this way. 
Fortunately, the real world's made progress on this problem, because sometimes in this day mm. and age, people actually bear visual signifiers which say, I'm evil. Wait a minute there, buddy. Oh so, my no. goodness. But first mm. of all, we got so many pro- This is all this video is. Uh. They make a statement and you have to break it down like in 17 different ways <sighs> because of- the So, the oh, fact that he said, no. sometimes, or, or like oftentimes, you can figure out who is evil based on their bad decisions. Well, we've already established the visual that, like, signifiers which by the way <laughs> fucking hell but um i would go as far as saying so you've already admitted that there are times where we don't know whether someone is good or evil but we'll have to make decisions ultimately in certain circumstances that involve ending their lives like that that's a potential mm -hmm. so why can't we expand that to a wide scale where you, you live on an island and a bunch of people are coming to take over the island you don't know anything else about it but they're gonna kill you guys it's like fucking kill them and if someone goes well are they evil I don't, I don't care. <laughs> and we're already, we're, again, we keep getting further and further away from why a, an intrinsically evil race is bad game design. Yeah, we he have has not, we, yeah. yeah. We barely scratched the surface of that at all, and we're going into, oh yeah, in the real world, some people are bad. Like, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> oh, right. I know. It's worse. It's, it's like he's saying that what people wear is an indicator of their bad decisions. So that means- Oh yeah, like, like right? yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like if people wear t-shirts with like blazers over them. Um, yeah, that's an indication of a bad decision based on oh, what they wore, yeah. Right, yeah, it's not, that's, that's uh, not good. Would you say they're evil if they do that? That's not, that's not- Yeah, like... absolutely. Yeah. So I, I know what they mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, I can get jiggy with that. Someone just said oh, they've okay. clearly added bad in post. Like this used to say I'm evil because of my decisions. <laughs> that is that is actually oh God. Right, right. it's like that's actually oh. kind of a good yeah it does oh. look like that kind of is it yeah. does look that way it oh. does yeah and they couldn't spend 15 seconds to draw a new picture yeah that's it's it's easy too because you can just rub out the because of my and then rewrite because of my and put bad just move it further to the left but yeah he's like oh yeah we, we should put bad there because we have, because if it was just I'm evil because of my decisions, that would be a bit more complex than I'm evil because of my bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, they've erased. Like, yeah. That's almost a tautology, sort of. Well, on a, I'm pretty sure because I'm trying to get better with terms and stuff. I'm pretty sure that's called begging the question when you say you're evil because of your bad decisions. It's like you, you've already concluded. You need in your in yeah. your statement. I, I needed more yeah. than that. Begging um, the question is assuming the conclusion of your argument in the premises. So it's just like, yeah, yeah, that's bullshit, but, um... Yeah, it would be, like, based on what you're, you know, based on the bad decisions that you've made, I've determined you're evil. This and, and... is very interesting to me, because this whole video is about we need to get more complicated, <clears throat> and then the following is, alright, I'm evil because of my bad decisions. Signifies would be like if I was a Nazi, it's like, okay, so imagine that you are, are a Klansman, it's like, alright, imagine you were born in, like, a... You cut out there. What's that? Yeah. Uh, your parents are racist. Your siblings are racist. Oh, so I was just saying, like, so so this video is trying to say that this is, you know, we need we need to look at complex moral stuff. And now we've got I'm evil because of my bad decisions, and there are signifiers like I'm a Nazi or I'm a Klansman. Um, and it's like, all right, so imagine in 1850, you're born, your parents are racist, your siblings are racist, all of your friends are racist. <laughs> Everybody in your town is racist. Um, <laughs> the government says that 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 there are superior races and inferior races. If you become a Klansman, how 
How much of that is even down to the decisions at that point? And how much of that is attributable to just... So, like, if if in all of those things you're surrounded by nothing but racism, is it your bad decisions that you become a racist, or would it have been profoundly unlikely for that to have even happened? Well, we're going to get close to getting banned again if we start talking about the inherent contradiction here that they've established, because they said, uh, this guy here is evil because <clears> of <throat> his bad decisions. However, you cannot paint a broad brush on a selection of people because it has to have been more complicated than that, right? It has to be like their upbringing or well, They whatever. did that with a Nazi video. Remember, you, we can't, we gotta stop normalizing Nazis and portraying Nazis as, you know, sympathetic or even as individuals good people. That, we can't do that. That's a bad thing. It's not something we need to have in games. That's what got them in such hot water when they made that Nazi video, and here we are now. It's the same shit. Phrased differently. I, it is funny to me, though, that it's just like, so, games, you know, not complicated enough. But human beings in real life, you can tell which ones are evil just how they look. <laughs> oh. Damn, bro. Okay. I agree. I That's why, yeah, orcs are evil. I agree. I am an avid supporter of every video game enemy and every video game ever made wearing a Nazi armband, so. Yeah, yeah. We... Or just a sign I mean, that says, no, seriously, I am evil, though. What, what if we have all the slimes holding this flag? Would that make it better? Yeah, all of them have this flag just over their shoulder all the time. I made bad decisions. Oh, yeah. This God. is the kind of grin and flag that somebody would carry around to mock extra credits. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, it's so infinitely funny because they're just like, it's so it's so easy to tell evil people, but it's really hard to tell about like fantasy races where you're told they are evil by the creator of the universe. <laughs> you're like, oh. <laughs> I feel like you guys have been mixed up with a hard. Yeah, because like they they can tell you extra credits who which humans are evil and good, right? But um, you know the 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 artificial world that has no bearing on anything real other than what you seem to interpret, they can't decide who's good and evil. Well, it's almost which... sneaky how they transition from the concept of fictional evil races being intrinsically bad to so much of this discussion being about real people when they're totally two different things, and they just yeah. slide right into the real world aspect of it when mm -hmm. it's just not something that anyone really thinks about ever shut up evil kid well signifiers which say i'm evil not because of where i was born but because of the choices i've made such as nazi uniforms and clothes. oh oh, <laughs> there there we go. Go. Yeah. oh no hydra yeah, there you go yeah. oh no he called it, he called it. so uh um, just like this is but really Dude, it's the so fucking bad. It is really yeah. bad to teach people that anyone wearing these clothes, like clothes, they need to like they're just strict evil. It's over. Like, oh, yeah. Coming from the fucking video that talks they about how complex like, it is. Yeah, these are don't help them. Just they're evil. Are, yeah, these are human like... beings who were unfortunately re they were they were in their mind they were reasonably convinced of these positions or they believe for whatever reason they have become convinced of their positions and we should unconvince them of them and you're yeah. not going to do that by just labeling them all as blanket evil to the core. It's insane. I can't. This video is insane. Yeah. It's it's two brains working at once that cannot possibly coexist. Yeah, that's that's what I was. This is the yeah. reason why I brought up that example because I saw this frame pop up. I'm guessing you didn't see it pop up, but I saw it and I was like, oh fuck! Like, do they have? Yeah. Do they have any self awareness? No. I, I, <laughs> really. 
they're kind of contradicting the argument they made, right? This well, they are because they're saying that there's. <laughs> it's like it's 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 too contradictory. Of, in video games, we need to make it very complex, but in real life, these are the evil people. Yeah, um, and they're evil because they're pieces of shit. There's no, there's no like slippery slope or they yeah. grew up in it. And it's funny because you said you're not born into it. It's like a lot of people probably were born into fucking fascism and like the yeah, Kuklux as close plan. as you could be born into something. Not yes. to mention like again, if you're born and everybody you know is a racist, how much of it is down to your bad decisions personally that you ended up being a racist? But like, what a pissful piece of advice to be like. You can just tell by the way they look. It's like you do understand there yeah. are several billion scenarios that they could be wearing these clothing for. Not to, like, of course, the general ones, just like maybe parody or experimentation in terms of just a, a movie they're making or whatever, but like actual ones where it's just the KKK member is like, yeah, I think, um, I think black people are fucking things up. Don't like them. And then, like, after a week of talking to a black person, they're like, oh, I was wrong, like, big time. Yeah, I was like, this guy's all right, I guess. You know, maybe, maybe they're not all as bad as Devante here. Who knows? Someone chat. You know, Someone it, chat. Just wrote, hello, absolute evil 16 year old <clears throat> 1941 Waffen SS member. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hello, evil <laughs> youth member. Yeah. I read you're, about you're not... and I watched a video about this guy who's a black guy and he would make friends with clan members and he would like hang yeah, out with them and have guy. a beer with them and shit and he would try to like understand them. And that guy, the black guy, was getting shit for that. Yeah. Like, because people were saying, like, oh, how dare you affiliate with people like that? It's like, dude, not only is the guy black and maybe putting himself in a dangerous position by mm -hmm. trying to talk to some of these people, but he's, like, seeing their potential to, like, change their ways. You yeah, know, it, if it he just... Proves, apparently like, he's called Daryl Davis. Yeah, it proves If the they have a collects. mutual exchange of, like, humanity, he might be able to convince one of these guys. Yeah, like, well, I think like, that's what, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, yeah to try and deconvert these people. And it proves that a lot of it may very well be to do with not their soul, for lack of a better term, but their environment. Right. Like, no, it's too late for these guys. Look at the clothes they put on. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, oh. it's actually just... I, I get, uh, it's very strange for this video to make that point, because, like, what it... It's like, what it... Okay, so if you've decided that these people are, like, evil, it's like, what now? Do, do they die? Like, what, what, yeah. what happened? Well, that's yeah. the scary thing, right? World. Yeah. Once you wall somebody off as like they're unsavable, irredeemable, what do you do with them? It's just Especially yeah. when they still have, you know, 50, 40 more 50 years, years of left. life to yeah. be around in society. And yeah. you've already written them off as, well, I guess they're just going to be evil and we got to staunch the bleeding for, so for 40, 50 years and they'll be out in society going, doing stuff. Can you imagine like right. making right. the point that, you know, it's a little more complex than saying all KKK members and all Nazis are evil, but orcs in your fantasy world, yeah, they could be evil. And someone says, no, it's yeah. the opposite. Yeah, I mean, going with what, what Mahler is saying, th their, their priorities are ass backwards. Like, mm -hmm. you would want your game to be as simple as possible and you want to have nuance in the real world and what they're doing is the opposite it's so retarded mm -hmm. and again we're so we're far away reduce. from writing in game design we've gone yeah, so yeah, far away from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well yeah. i don't like to say it but it seems to be <laughs> they've just found their way back to nazis are evil it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. here we I, are again i hate i hate getting into this part of the 
rhetoric or whatever, but it was it's this video is just a smokescreen maneuver to <laughs> Yeah. We'll dress it up like we're talking bad. about game design, but we really just want to talk about how some people are bad. Evil <laughs> while saying that wolves don't have to be evil. Like what we already knew this. Amazing stuff. Yeah. Then in fiction, we have things like the Hydra logo. A clear visual signifier, but one- Again, you're wrong, because Winter Soldier wouldn't be called evil. He would be considered, like, a man who's been put under brainwashing that can be rescued. That's like the fucking arc in the Captain America movies. Idiot. Yeah, no, Captain America is a pretty darn static character. Uh, well, not in the MCU. He, uh, he goes from being a government boy to non-government boy. Well, I mean, that that's his role more than a- more than a- well... And I guess that's more of a, that's part, yeah, I'd say that's part of it. I'd still say that his, internally, his character has stayed pretty darn consistent in terms of the principles. Oh, totally, just, yeah. This, this, he values yeah. the individual is like, one of the things that just carries on through, because he also thought he should take orders from organizations he trusts, run by people he trusts, but then he, you know, was disenfranchised. My point is just that Winter Soldier is someone who is currently in a TV show about how he's not a bad person despite having been with Hydra because of very specific circumstances. And this guy is like, what we learned from that movie is all Hydra people are irredeemable evil. You're like, oh. They're evil. <laughs> They're all evil. <sighs> I don't know. Oh, it's sort of, yeah. Nice. That doesn't, you know, I don't know, guys. That doesn't sound like good writing to me. <laughs> what? what? That denotes choice, not birth. And if the statement that it, it denotes choice when the primary person from it is brainwashed, I that's amazing. <laughs> you fucking morons. Well, how did you like? How do you reference that? Uh... Game is making with its backstory and symbols is that an enemy had a choice and they chose wrong. Then that Maybe. gets way less complicated for a game that's interested in uncomplicated. <laughs> no, that's more complicated. Okay, okay. that's more complicated. You to... got it back. Holy you fuck! Got this <laughs> so, just for no, reference, no, 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 I, I really want to lie. It's more complicated. I want to line this out. Okay, yeah. scenario one: a slime that's doing what it does is consuming your family, so you shoot it to death. Scenario two: a cultist is hoping to execute somebody. You prevent them, and then you go, you can run if you want, but I'm going to gun you down. Instead of, like, capturing them and trying to convince them what they did was wrong, you're just like, nah, you made a choice. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Why no, would they, they show just, this I, image of the cultist looking terrified? Let's take the slime example. So, you, let's start out how it was, where the slimes, they're just, they're just evil creatures, they just want to consume and feed on energy, and they're just evil, right? It's just what they do. Okay, makes it really, really easy to exterminate them. Now, the parallel that they're trying to draw is, actually, the slimes are kind of like you and me. And they got families and lives and hopes and dreams, but they've been convinced by somebody, or they believe that it's, you know, they need to go out and get you and consume you for energy. And that's, some, that's a choice that they're making. He's like, that, that makes it much, much more yeah. difficult for me to kill them now, because I'm like, man, right. it kind of makes them savable in um, a way. Like, yeah. those could potentially be allies down the road. This isn't um, right. too much of a jump, right? Because I don't want to be putting words in their mouths that are very controversial, but if we swap out some of the imagery here, because they just related this cultist to a KKK member, is the suggestion you can burst into a KKK meeting and gun them all down because they made their choices? Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. The KKK like, had their chance. Because, yeah. like, again, that's a pretty <laughs> rough thing to draw out of extra credits, but, like, how could you avoid that message with what they've just shown us in a row? It's amazing how just... How backwards they get it. It's it's yeah. really baffling.
Um, but like, yeah, I... and just for reference, don't go gunning <laughs> down KKK members. Uh, don't. <laughs> don't go. Don't. don't yeah. Don't, don't gun do down it. Anyone. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Preferably don't gun around anyone. Because uh, yeah. why would they fucking show this in isolation? A a fearful person wearing red clothing <laughs> running away, and you're like la 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 la. You made your choice. Bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad like that a... you decided this for whatever reason. This is a prime example of why visuals to your videos are so fucking important. Yes. <laughs> This is somehow worse than a child's understanding of morality and ambiguity. This is terrible. Cause, yeah, because you have those stories where the child sees, it's like a, a kid's movie, and the kid sees the monster, and the monster is just understood, and just wants to be loved, and the child is like, oh, maybe, maybe we should just be nice to him. And then it turns out that maybe Bigfoot isn't so bad after all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that childlike idea that there's some good in people. Is mm. maybe, you know, maybe there's something to that idea. Maybe the whole Skywalker thing sort of, yeah, maybe there's something in that. Maybe. <laughs> and like, oh my god, I think that if you have a game, and this, this, is the, this is the very important part, that if it's a game and not real life, this doesn't necessarily have to happen. But I think all of us, as, as gamers, we typically, you're gunning down these cultists or whatever because they're all shooting their magical spells at you that rip your skin apart. And then one of them goes, please, please don't, and like crouches and puts their hands up and says, please, please don't kill me. We're all going to be like, hmm. Um. Uh, first of all, mechanically, what can I even do here? This is obviously like yeah. Last of Us Two. Yeah. Is this the Last of Us Two bullshit? Where well, just, if you know, if we have the, if we have the chance to cuff them, and then they are they are like we know mechanically that they are left in a position where they will no longer be a threat, and they will end up in a jail of some kind. It would be super interesting to know how many people make that choice. Um. Rather yeah, that's why than in a extra lot of games credits, where you can have lethal and non-lethal kills yeah, yeah the yeah. context of who the people are is like well you know they're people who knows why they made the decisions they made i don't have to kill them it's not personal so i'll be you know it's you know non-lethal for them and they'll they'll see things you know they'll, they'll make better decisions later and and, and and this is the thing if it's a game i don't necessarily care if any of you decided now fuck it i, just, I don't have to think about it die but if in real life you were like no nah, i killed him because even if he surrendered, fuck him, he made his choice. I'd be like, damn, dude, that is cold. And uh, Extra Credits <laughs> is saying that's just the normal, like, that's how it goes. They made their choice. It's like, oh, it didn't know it was that simple. <laughs> the face on that poor cultist. Yeah. <laughs> complicated violence. So whether a game does or doesn't want its players to overthink their character's moral okay, choices, evil as a choice mm -hmm. is sure. just more effective than evil as a bioessential trait. Uh, no. Wait, so just, now, now Alien's it's... not good enough when it's literally a fucking creature that's just, that's, that is its biology. It's an animal. Yeah, it's operating as it, how else do I fucking put this? Like, calling aliens evil isn't really applicable. But you could, in a general sense, be like, why are we killing all these aliens? Like, they're fucking evil. They're trying to kill all of us. You go, oh, uh, yeah, like, in that colloquial sense. But saying that they're bioessentially evil because this... Fucking, we have loads of real-life examples of this. There are loads of creatures that... We went over, like, the lion and the bears and all this other stuff. Why are we not allowed wait, to have wait. them? Also, let's, let's, let's use their choice argument, right? Let's go with their... If people choices then they're evil what if the the supposedly evil race is continually or the race that is supposedly looks evil continuously makes evil choices right 
is is that going to be a problem for these guys now even though they they look evil and they do evil things consciously i mean what what is their oh my god i'm i'm, I'm getting confused now <laughs> i'm assuming you're it's... you're saying that from the pov for like the the soldiers or whatever they would just be like what the fuck is the difference at this point like if i knew exactly why they did yeah, all the yeah. evil things they yeah. do it doesn't change the fact that they're doing all of these things you're like yeah, yeah it... now i shoot them and i'm sad yeah. <laughs> I don't know why the yeah, alien is being of... used as an example. Alien is just like not even like there's never even a conversation that happens with an alien and a person. Not possible. <laughs> this reminds me of all those videos we find by it seems to be mostly lefty people who make these videos who just have this insanely skewed sense of morality and lack empathy. I mean, dude, I don't want to be too mean here, but like, it just seems like they had an idea, which was like, hey, how do we, how do we simultaneously bolster the orc, the stupid orc <laughs> argument people, while also saying Nazis are evil? And you know, if you want to gut them down, they made their choice. <laughs> like, <what> the <laughs> God, I mean, the the xenomorph design hinges on it being like a killing machine. Yeah, right, and it's it's not an an exactly well, friendly looking creature by any you, means um, like you wouldn't see that walking around like garris from mass effect like hey, hey how's you it doing? going guys well the funny thing is if you take prometheus oh, that's the joke is when it's just like when robot chicken does that when these alien yeah. creatures are just like oh hey frank and you know they're at work and they they're accountants or something like that's it's funny because of how absurd it seems um yeah if you take the new canon for alien shit like well i say new canon, ridley scars prometheus and, and alien covenant they're a bioweapon. They were created to do this. They're supposed to be dropped on a population and they'll destroy it because of the way they work. Is that, is that good enough? Or is that evil that you could even have a... You know, we're just kicking the can down the road every time because they just don't like the idea that you can create something that does stuff that is negative toward a POV that, that wouldn't want these things to happen, right? Like, it, it, It's no different than dropping a nuke on people equivalently, but it's just biology instead. It's just another way of doing it. So is that is that are we allowed to have that or is that still wrong? Hmm. hmm. But then of course if everyone wearing the evil team uniform happens to be an orc, or if every orc happens to have chosen team evil, the game wouldn't exactly be communicating that difference very well. Okay, uh... so that's not a failure of the concept. That's a failure of the game and the developer yeah. saying something but not executing it. Yeah, it's that's either that yeah. or the developers just flat out lying to the player. Which is not something you should do, probably. Yeah, like it says, all orcs choose very complex like lives to be evil, and then you never ever, and like some of them are good, and so you never ever see a good one throughout the entire. Like you see millions, and you're just like, so this is weird. If you have, if you want to give players the information, so this is why when I guess if we go back to the developer saying all of them are evil, if you wanted to have that image make more sense it wouldn't be the developer herself telling the player this it would be like an npc or a character in the game with conveying to the player's character what they believe to be true or what they've been told or actively lying to the player to deceive them or trick them into thinking these gooey boys are evil same thing with the orcs if if it's going to be in universe that's one thing but if it's going to be out of universe then it's almost like a theme, like the the delivery of a theme in a way where, like, I could see what you're trying to do, but if you do it poorly, then then you fucked up. That's bad. You messed up. 
A quick fix here would be to show some diversity in the evil team's hiring practice. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wait, what, 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 wait, what did you say? I wasn't listening. The evil people need to here be diverse. Here we are, everyone. Jesus we made it. Christ. We, we did it, everybody. Can, can, can we go back? I, I, well, uh, I didn't hear that. Yes, we can, Thanks. Metal. Well, Thank you. a quick fix here would be to show some diversity in the evil team's hiring practices. For I'm instance, out. with evil humans and elves as well as <laughs> orcs. <laughs> so, so what a chat's pointing out that I said lethal and non-lethal kills. I might have slightly misspoken there. <laughs> non-lethal kills. <laughs> I love my non-lethal kills. Dude, I love the fact that I have that, over like... 300 confirmed non-lethal kills. Non-lethal kills. They're dead, but not lethally. In my evil creatures, all right? <laughs> I can't take evil creatures seriously unless it's black evil creatures. Are we doing I've the horseshoe again? <laughs> we come all the way back around again. Yeah. Never described a uh, position as privileged or sheltered before, but this one. <laughs> like, yeah. seriously, do you know how the world works? Or how the world worked? Even? Is it over? <laughs> Can I come? Oh, I love it. Or conversely, introduce orcs who have chosen good and neutral, as well as evil. And a By the way, the majority oh. of orc depictions in, like, uh, Elder Scrolls and D&D and Pathfinder were orcs just a race, and they can even breed with people and make half-orcs, and they're just part of society. Just mm. the majority. This doesn't shock anybody. This isn't new. <laughs> You're not some <laughs> revolutionary commenter. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it just seems to me that they hate the idea that a creature could do what we perceive to be evil things as a get-go from biology. Um, even to the point where they're criticizing Alien, which I'm essentially just Ricardi. lost at this point. So I'm going to ask, why are the good orcs not fat? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> a good example of a series of getting... Yeah, it's inevitable. They shouldn't, though. They should stay far the fuck away from Mass Effect, which spits in the face of their video. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but hey, Extra Credits made their choice. Oh. <laughs> They've made it Better clear they're evil. This over time is Mass Effect. <laughs> because in the first game, Commander Shepard never meets a nice Batarian or a fun Geth. But then, spoiler alert, most of these evil species turn out to be as complex and interesting as... But that's different. They're not morally, they're not intrinsically evil. So that's totally different than evil races. And yeah. Again, like, I don't understand this. Like, if you're at this war. This is different. Like, if, if an alien is watching some content from Earth and it's just saving Private Ryan or whatever, <laughs> and they're like, wow, so all of Germany was just straight up soulless evil people or something like that. If they conclude that, you'd be like, oh, well, I mean, you could go look into it if you want to. But uh, ultimately, for this storyline, they may as well have been from the, the POV of our protagonists. Uh, if you would have told me war. that they made up, like like the original plan for Mass Effect was to have the Geth actually just be intrinsically evil robots, I would believe you based on Mass Effect One. And the and and then they decided to recontextualize them. Like I sure like either way seems like it's pretty pretty reasonable compared to what they see and do. And I might even have some problems based on how they behave with the change in their motivation if that was the story all along, but. Uh, yeah, either way, they're not intrinsically evil, so that's not the point of this video, so why are you bringing it up? I don't even know. I, I assume mm. they're bringing it up because they were like, it went from being they're straight up evil to they're way more complex, and is, is he just saying, that's better, we should do that more? Yeah, well, not every game is Mass Effect. I mean, like, this this yeah. game has a different objective than most objectives. Well, it's imagine it's he said mostly narrative-driven. <laughs> And it's about races throughout the galaxy coming together 
and putting aside their differences <clears throat> to stop a, a greater threat that threatens them all, which is the Reapers, right? Like the, so, you have a reason Remember to Game flesh out all the different characters, mm, all the different does. races. Oh, I saw an article the other day that said um, there's this growing sentiment that nobody even remembers or talks about Game of Thrones anymore. But the fact that people point that out means they are. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, uh, it's it, it's one of those. It's better where... to be forgotten than be remembered as a horrible example. Oh, so, yeah. so you're saying Game of Thrones fans are saying that as if, like, it's still alive, you guys. No, like, so, People are well, still talking I'm, about it. I'm assuming the person who wrote the article was a fan of Game of Thrones Season 8, but um, oh, the, the okay. meme right now Hitler's is... Hitler's memory the, lives on in um, our hearts. <laughs> how much stuff comes up as examples of just, just how to do things? Like, Lord of the Rings comes up fucking constantly. This is obviously here again. Um, lots of different things that we all like, be it, like, Star Trek or Alien Predator, all these different properties, but Game of Thrones fucking died. Like, it's just not being referenced. Nobody likes it, other than when they're like, oh, remember how to end something horribly? Oh, yeah, I remember Game of Thrones. Um, or as Rags just mentioned, because thematically Game of Thrones was about ignoring everybody's major or minuscule differences to stop the White Walkers from taking over the entire world, but they fucked that up completely. And so this article was like, well... The fact that people are talking about how they don't talk about it means they're still talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Which is a pretty you, shitty win. An unusual cell phone, but you do you. <laughs> what a gotcha moment, guys. Like, oof. Fucking wreck, dude. The human it ones. really is amazing with that show. Like, it, I can't think of a more <laughs> eye-opening example of something that was so big, and then it's like, gone like yeah, yeah for it's almost a decade it dominated poof. popular culture everyone knew what game of thrones was even people who didn't watch game of thrones knew like some mm -hmm. of the characters they knew about it and now right. it's just in a, in a fell swoop it just died and no <laughs> one talks about it and it's totally almost totally forgotten and it's only remembered for how terribly it ended it's kind of fascinating they did john dirty yeah. they did everyone dirty in game of thrones yeah. <laughs> Someone, someone said in chat, you must be the worst series finale I've ever heard of, but you have heard of me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a pretty big fucking fall from grace when it was the most talked about thing in popular culture for media possibly. <laughs> like, wow, you're proud that you just referenced as being bad? Like, you pat yeah. you on the head. Oh my god, leave me alone. It's something, yeah. I don't know. Turn out to be as complex and interesting as the human ones as the trilogy progresses. Broad moral generalizations about species or but not Nazis. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not those. Not those. Hey, not those real-world things. It's literally yeah. fucking no, Superbad's no, logic in Bad of Steel. Yeah. <laughs> it's too late for them. They're done. Culture not only doesn't make internal sense, but it also leads it to... It does, though. No, you never established this. Yeah, you I don't never remember established that it doesn't make internal sense. Not anything in your video when it should have been saying it doesn't make internal sense from maybe for some sort of logical perspective, which would have been a really, really tough fight to wage. Yeah. Because hypothetically, this fictional world could be anything. Because we're, we're talking about yeah. a, a, a hypothetical, hypothetical world. <laughs> so the, the amount of possibilities are practically infinite. If, if they wanted to talk, actually talk about the topic, they could have just like, oh, maybe making it more... Complex could be a bit better writing wise or whatever, but I, I, don't, I don't even know. I still don't know what exactly they're trying to say. So, and yeah, I don't even think they've, they, they've done they so don't little. mention game design once throughout the whole yeah, fucking you know. video. Yeah, they so might that's... use the term game design, but they don't talk about gameplay or like, yeah, they, they like, don't say anything. So nothing to do with game design. They <laughs> yeah. say that having a moral con 
having moral <clears throat> complexity essentially will make a game better, but they don't apply that to a game example, right? They just say mm-hmm. it, it will. Right. It's it's, it's a lecture basically. This this whole thing is a moral. Kind of is, yeah. And it's just well, funny. Extra the credits has always been smarmy like that. It pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what you said, like. They're, uh, what, what was the... Here's what I think of video games this week, and you should think it too. What, what was uh, the very... No. If not, you're not saying I'm going to gun you down. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, I feel off the top of our heads, we in this call have just been so much more uh, enlightening and productive and useful for giving information to people. And these guys, I say these guys, I bet they had an artist draw the crap that James Head, whoever his face is, um, wrote down. Um, but the, this is, this is what happens. This is your brain on, I, I don't even know what to kind of call it at this point. It's just, it's fascination with race and victimhood. Well, this is where, it, this is where it takes you. I was going to talk about the format. It was funny as well. It's like, we're going to show how two plus two equals five. And then they talk about something and then right at the end they go, you see, it is <laughs> It's like, wait, no, what? Do you remember how Extra Credits put out a video arguing for the price of games to go up from yeah. like yeah. 50, 59 to 69? That was another. Dollars. That was. Oh, I think that was wow, like really? the one of their early yeah. big oofs that Good. they'd put out. Yeah. It's like, what the game fuck are you cost doing? More. Well, game should cost more, guys. <laughs> fuck yourself. And we cover one of those as well that said something like uh, the whole, like, say, you can't have a video game that has uh, violence in it that doesn't lead to something like positive or whatever. They were like, sadism is. Uh, Absolutely a no go. Remember that? That was another one of their controversial um, ones. Um, I can't remember who we came up with. Was that part of? Oh, what we we came up with that? the really think... creepy torture game as an example. Um, yeah, was that extra credits? Oh, no, I, I think it was. You know what? Fuck it. It could have been anything at this point. It's hard to remember. It could remind us in chat because we're our brains are fried. Episode one eleven <laughs> apparently. Help us, chat. The singular entity that you are that oh, I'm not painting with a broad brush. <laughs> the video about hatred, that that uh, gunning down video game. Oh yeah, it was, was about, that what you meant? Yeah. Surgeon Simulator came up as well. Yeah. Hmm. Good times. Extra credits is just real Someone good. Someone said it was extra credits. Capital yeah, opinions. That was easy with Sapital. Sapital. <laughs> um, they said Sapital, and I was trying to decipher that, and you said Capital. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Um. <sighs> I remember the discussions, but a lot of the like mm-hmm. I can remember these conversations very well. However, the video we were responding to in those conversations <laughs> it just murky. escapes me. I just remember us talking about something. I don't know what it was, but what we talked about. Oh yeah, they I are remember. the jumping off point. They always are. Less rewarding worlds and games, but we can. You didn't tell us why it was less rewarding. You just said it was. Yeah, yeah, like maybe it's it feels super rewarding when I play Vermin. Yesterday, I was getting footage for a video, Vermintide too. So just so simple, you kill all the rats. It's great. I had a zero damage game, and I was like, that was rewarding Ooh. as fuck to do that. <clears throat> and no moral qualms whatsoever during that game. Didn't have to worry about it. My conscience totally unscathed. Maybe that just says as if a you need monster. Yeah, maybe they would just say, "Well, that means you're evil. You, you've you've identified maybe, yourself maybe. as evil. They'll have to go." Oh, I'm down. sure they think I'm evil. I'm oh, they yeah. didn't I'm even sure have clan. Like, why would you do that? You can solve that problem by following our best creative instincts to diversify. No, creative instincts can be shit. Look at Zack <laughs> <Yeah>. Snyder's <laughs> Justice League. 
Yeah, we just had this happen. Also, why is the first thing he thinks of with creative decisions to diversify the enemy? Like, some of the most <laughs> famous enemies are all, like, drone-like, because the point is, like, we, as a, as the good guys, are all creative and, and individual, but uh, a representation of a bad guy could be all in uniform, or uniform is in, like, the action they take as well as what they're wearing or what they are, and they don't think as, other than a collective. It's just like, we need more diversity in our bad guys. You're like, okay. So when, yeah, you're, someone you're in chat said Vermintide is in no way like Left 4 Dead. It absolutely is. It is extremely similar to Left 4 Dead. It If someone called it a Left 4 Dead clone, I would be like, yeah, I, I see what you mean. It is absolutely very, very similar to Left 4 Dead. I think yeah. that was their, their, their key numero uno inspiration was Left 4 Dead. They're the, insanely similar. You're looking forward to the new one that's coming out this year? Dark Tide? Yeah, I hope it's good. Yeah, me but too. with this company, who knows? Uh, I hope it's good. I Eventually, it probably really will be, but I just hope they don't fuck it up. Same. Because they definitely have the capacity to. There are still things from Vermintide 2 that are not in there when they were in Vermintide 1 and were good. Like, remember the bounty board from Vermintide 1 and how great it was? They just I... never put that into Vermintide 2. Oh, okay. That oh. game's got issues, but it's still <laughs> mostly good. That game does have issues. Following Hopefully they'll learn their lessons. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> to diversify, deepen, and complicate the worlds we create and its denizens. This way, <sighs> players won't be insane. But like, it's like, I only have so much fucking time. And not every <laughs> yeah. player, and I'd say the majority of players, don't want to have to deal with deep moral and philosophical you know, oh. quandaries about the combat that they're doing. Do we, do, do we apply so this I, to Mario? Do we? EDF. Like, I don't care like, what the you shouldn't yeah, just yeah, make yeah, things. Yeah. You shouldn't make things complicated for no fucking reason. Like it should have an aim, yeah. right? That'd be like it, you're just expected to develop every everything in every direction infinitely. This with is why no it's, aim like, to your story. This is why it feels like a lack, right? Like maybe yeah. the game should teach a lesson to the players about not judging other. It feels like that. Yeah, because I'm sure it feels that like was you have to moralize everything. Yeah, like it's like, oh come on. Believe guys. it or not, all theme, allegory, messaging, whatever you want to call it, in pieces of media doesn't have to come down to this shit. It can deal with other things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, this and is sometimes there doesn't need to be any messaging at all. Yeah. Sometimes you're just game playing. I, I'm gonna say. I remember uh, a Twitter post from, oh shit, I forgot the guy's name, but who said? That's okay. Wait, wait, oh shit! It was oh, a really story of weekend. What the fuck? He was having a good point about the Oscars. Like every Oscar movie right now is fucking depressing. Like, don't you remember movies when they were fun, and they do have a lesson, but you don't want to kill yourself right after watching it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah it, uh what's the guy's name he was cool bill burr yeah he had to rant oh, about yeah. the Oscars. that sounds about... like bill burr now that you say his name yeah. to be honest. <laughs> like, i think i retweeted it if you want to look rant at about it. what oscar the oscars right now like judas and uh like judas judas and the king where the leader of the black panthers gets killed and the trial of the chicago 10 or the leader of the Black Panthers also gets killed there, and it's just like it's all the movies in the Oscars right now are depressing. Yeah, 
it's like what happened to just escapism and just having a good time at the movies it, it's it not allowed yeah it's not allowed so well i remember mad max fury road was a, an oscar sweep and like that was kind of a schlocky good time not yeah, in it, like a bad of like a, like it was brilliantly executed but it's very like uh pulpy just mm-hmm. yeah, action cheap action thrill sort of yeah, thing it's fun that was a fun movie. And it was nice to see a movie like that get a, a shitload of awards, what, you know. My my more, more chief complaint with the Oscars is that comedies just are not eligible. They're not. Uh, right. Uh, comedies never Happiness win is the emotion like of the low um, peasant. A lot of comedies suck, but like Hot Fuzz was probably one of the best movies. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it is the, the problem of, it's like, oh, it's a comedy. It's not, you know, it's not like a... Serious it's not story. a proper film if it's a comedy. <laughs> mm. Dumb. <clears throat> this way, players won't be incentivized to make snap judgments about our games orcs or aliens or undead uh. based on moral absolute. But what so if this is your job. They won't make snap a... decisions about the undead. <laughs> right so (laughs) so generally if if you're a dm and you don't so if you're if you're talented so if you're not extra credits and you want to set up a scenario where your players encounter the undead you obviously know that in 99 plus percent of scenarios in popular culture the undead are bad and they're here to eat your brains and kill you and do bad stuff so the players will know this which is why the first time you have them encounter the undead, you need to describe them in a way, or you need to give some kind of information, or you need to you need to do something knowing this is you know, this is part of the talent of trying to steer your players into a particular direction. If you don't want them to kill mm-hmm. the undead, then don't have like the undead ambush them and there think you know maybe things like that you have to try yeah. and formulate a scenario that will make your players think you know what there's something up with these undead they're not quite like what i maybe i was imagining or maybe there's something else going on here or 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 maybe i've learned something through my skills that makes the, some something's off something's not quite right here um so a lot of this again this applies to the whole video so much of this is on the developer or the dm conveying information to the player yeah. Right. That's why there's games you just don't have that option because just like as I said, EDF for example, ants, insectoids invade the earth. They're gonna kill everyone. Why? I don't care. They're killing everyone. Kill them back. <laughs> and then you have like I don't know the divinity where you can talk to everyone and try to convince them to not kill you or bribe them or whatever. There's different kinds of genres out there you can play if you want this kind of scenario. Yeah. Not- uh, kind of the hard. advantage you've got your pick of the litter for what kind of experience you're looking for it's amazing that this <clears throat> video is almost defeatist like it, it's just saying just don't do it don't even just don't even try to do it don't try to set it up don't, just just fuck it don't even make intrinsically evil races yeah but mm. it's funny that undead's taking this long to sort of come up like zombies i think it was mentioned earlier at some point but um you know i'm yeah, making a little zombies earlier like a little game where I, I'm just trying out as a developer, and I've just got, like, my tower defense stuff, and I'm like, what are the enemies going to be? And it's like, there's a hordes of zombies, I guess. And I was like, yeah. And then extra credits, like, hmm. Well. <laughs> what, what, have you got a lore page? 
why they chose to do this? It's like, no, they didn't choose. They just are dead. They, they just, like, they desire brains or whatever. And he's like, hmm. I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. What if are people... Wearing... What if people compare them to black people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, this, then... is, this is blaming the concept for the poor execution or oh, yeah. the terrible decisions of other things, other entities. Either the players or the developers, and they just say, no, just don't even do the concept. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. Not good advice. Loots or body type. Instead, we'll all be driven to investigate, explore, and learn. Our players will invest themselves more in our games. And because they're human, ask the hard questions to push our design into even more <laughs> enriching... No, so, like, I don't want... It, like... Yeah, this they don't want us to ask. They don't want really. They don't actually want hard questions. Yeah, they're not ready for hard questions yeah. about you know like maybe the sympathetic Nazi who was put into a bad scenario. Who's who's very you could really empathize with them or a, a clansman who is kind of really good except for this one horrible view they have that they only got because of whatever and they're not ready to ask these really hard like even they said this don't even dabble essentially in bioessentialism they're not ready to even begin to talk about difficult questions because on their scale of difficulty these are the difficult questions like they don't <laughs> even know what those really are yeah unexpected places Plus, you know, maybe if we ditch this whole evil races line of thinking, if one day orcs or extra-dimensional horrors or even isekai protagonists pop out of a portal, they'll offer us humans the same courtesy. I'd Fuck call off. that a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> Cthulhu rises and he's like, you know, it's fucking stupid. I actually feel kind of chill about this world. <laughs> maybe those the fictional, if you treat those fictional fucking characters great the real monsters that come out of a portal one to kill us maybe will be nice to us too what a fucking retarded thing to say what yeah the fuck? <laughs> Holy you shit. Know, maybe how does he come to the conclusion right how 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 how, how did he do that i i want to ask him then but i think it's just a stupid joke oh it's it's not a good joke it, yeah, it isn't a good joke. It matches yeah. the rest of the article. It sounded like a joke. It just sounded like another stupid argument. I was gonna say, yeah. I, I can't tell the difference for sure. I thought yeah, it was, yeah. it might have been some kind of weird idealistic thing. We stop thinking way... that every new thing will be evil. Then yeah. maybe it'll be better. Yeah, I, it's probably well informed by how we see it. Maybe if we're all just nice to everybody in ways that I approve of, but not actually nice, <laughs> then just, the, the world will just be better if we're all just nice and kind in a super naive kind of way. Like a zombie walks by, shakes his hand. A Cthulhu monster walks by, shakes his hand. A Nazi walks by, laser him to death, kill his children. <laughs> okay. Yeah, people people will be more invested in our stories this way, so it's better game design. This feels like the most it's a lip service attempt. Like, oh yeah, that was in the title, wasn't it? Game design. Shit. Yeah. Uh, um yeah it's about game design that's why we should do this right we didn't yeah. want to add to the chorus we just wanted to add to the <laughs> yeah because i was that was there's a lot to talk about but it was really disappointing that we didn't really get any because i was because we hope for this a lot of the times when we have people on or when we watch a video that talks about why something's good but they don't really give any reason for it it's either mm -hmm. the feels or they just assert it and move on. And we're like, oh, that's a shame. I was kind of expecting an argument that we could sort of talk about and discuss. 
Where the fuck was the game design? It just it just asserts that it's bad game design because your player who's an idiot might do a dumb thing. Like, okay. Is the rest of this video just the Nordad? Once again, thanks so much to NordVPN for sponsoring this like episode. A minute if you're to looking go. to protect your arm, because we had. I think yeah, we can we all a, agree NordVPN needs to stop making videos. You ever notice how there was one singular example with like minimal elaboration in the entire video? Yeah. And also that the video is eight minutes. What That's was the secret of Mario's jump? Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Who knows? Is this a because... NordVPN and uh, online activity, patrons internet eyes. Then you've got to give NordVPN. Man, a imagine having, imagine being a patron and your name is now plastered onto this video for eternity. <laughs> <laughs> eternity. Yeah. Good for you. That's your 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 dollars at work. Good job. Imagine like the editor of Vidlodge of like Edge Credits is like, no, you're supposed to put this out on April first. You fuck. No, now the people are gonna <laughs> think it's missed. Missed it by a day. This missed April first by a day. Hmm. I think this was March 31st. Um, let me double check to make sure. Why is it called uh, NordVPN rather than all people credits. VPN? Evil Races automatically pops up. March 31st. Ah, yeah, they were close. Well, any game developers in our chat, you've learned a lot from this video, but not in the way that they probably thought. Somehow, call it. yeah. I don't if think you, you have to be gunned down, don't be a clansman or a Nazi. That's what I got. That's like, yeah, avoid <laughs> that. That's a plus. No redemption for you, you're just gonna die. Yeah, you made your choice. You <laughs> made your choice. Also <laughs> account for everything and give players complete freedom. Because, you, know, <laughs> you have, have fun to. making that game. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> oh, thanks, I hate it. <laughs> well, how the f how the fuck can you call your video that and not even talk about game design? It's ridiculous. <laughs> this isn't teaching you anything. Video essayist. Wait, Maybe. I'll leave a comment. Where are the video? Where are the games at? Oh, like this. Where are the games at, bro? <laughs> Where are the games at, bro? I'll leave a comment. Yo, where's the video games? Not even bothering to think. Like, is this hypothetical game fun? Like, before all that about the orcs, oh no. Like, it ain't about that. They don't give a fuck about fun. Fun is the enemy. No you fun allowed. Fun. If you if you're having fun, you're probably doing something that's super problematic. <laughs> yeah. You done fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's that. It it we got through it real quick. I like that. So. Oh, thirty. <laughs> yeah, we flew through it. Yeah. Uh, lightning <laughs> speed. Predict like two. Two or three hours for this one. We had five. So. <laughs> yeah, there was a potential to watch a second video, but I believe we have uh, we've already made it to nearly five hours, so we'll be just fine to move into Whoa. the 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 super chat section. But before that, I would like to offer, you know, as as is per usual, you are now free to leave. You were captured before, but any of you, Ooh. if you wish <laughs> to escape, oh, I, we, we've made our choice and all that shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think I'll bounce. I, I'll I'll take a nap before we have lunch. It's like seven a.m. here, so. Oh, what, what, I'll, what are you up to bounce. on your uh, on your journal? Well, I, I was making a video on Batman. I uh, know not Batman, Justice League, and how a Frankenstein version of Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon would be a good movie. But but the 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 attack on Titan ended and it was such a bad ending and I don't get why people liked it. So I don't know if I'm gonna. 
Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that. You can answer this for me. So, is it, it the is it the manga has ended, but the anime hasn't, or vice versa? Manga's yeah. ended. The manga's it, ended, and the last season will be on December, I think. Yeah, they, they called the last season the final season, and now it's the final season part two. Right? <laughs> oh no. <Yeah. laughs> Um, they did really well with the naming. I just found out there's a season three part two that I never even know, knew about. So I'm gonna watch that before I watch the final quote unquote season. Uh, um, so you want to make a video about the anime's ending? Is it? No, the manga. The manga. Oh, sorry, ending. sorry. Yeah, the manga's ending. Um, I don't, I don't know if I if if I'm gonna focus on just to see or that because. I really got triggered, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know that feel. <laughs> like people are people are giving are praising it, and I'm like, there was a person on Twitter that said it's stupid to it, it's stupid to like hate the whole manga for j the ending, but the ending really destroys the manga retroactively because of the twist at the end. It's so fucking stupid. It's so it's funny, the than the anime. Are they doing like a one-to-one -one thing? Because I don't know. I I don't know if they'll make an anime ending or they'll stick to the manga. I but mean, like, so far they have faithful to it. Oh, completely faithful. Not. I think they added some characters that aren't in the manga, but like the whole their consistent story. Probably trash. <laughs> oh man, it's like. Isn't it great when a reboot or an adaptation takes a big steaming shit on the original <laughs> thing and well, everybody I, forgets it existed? I found out that um, Christopher Eggleston recently said about Doctor Who that in order for Doctor Who to move on, you have to destroy the canon. Uh, oh. like, oh, that sounds like something a terrible writer would say. I just, like, I don't know in what universe you would possibly want to try and justify that. I'd be like, isn't that the whole reason we're here? Like, yeah. If you want to do something else, just go do something yeah. else. Yeah. Destroy what's there. Like, what is your problem? Um, well, yeah, go make Doctor Who Neo. It's just the new version of the show reboot. Leave the other shit alone. Like, don't... Can you not destroy... I just... I, I don't think you should destroy stuff, IMO. You know, yeah. Let people have their shit. Or like a stupid opinion to me. Yeah. Well, that's mean. Yes. Um, but yeah, check yeah, out Weekend Warrior. Right. He's gonna talk about weeb stuff, and we know plenty <laughs> of people in our audience that are very hype on that train, so, excellent. Oh, yeah. also funny memes on Twitter, they always make me laugh. Yeah, yeah I like memes on Twitter, so... <laughs> w Warrior underscore one. Oh, self-promotion. <laughs> oh, fucking chill! You're allowed to self-promote at this point, <laughs> at this juncture. Okay. Sell out! Well, this was fun. The, the talking, not the video. <laughs> <laughs> I also enjoyed the talking. We'll we'll catch you again sometime, Mister Mister Warrior. And nice to meet you, Mister John C J. Hey, you too, man. Good talking to you, dude. Yeah. yeah. This video is always a steaming pile of shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Signing out, guys. Have fun. Good luck, man. Day. Have a good bye one. Bye. Have a good one. You're not allowed to play games mutually. That's yes. Great. Uh, that's all I'm going to say Stop. is yes. I don't need to make an argument. I watched extra credits. You don't have to. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I've learned. Um, what, what are you playing? It's probably Simpsons and Run. It's been long enough. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I need to play it again. Uh, but yeah, uh, is everyone else going to hang out? I still have a for a bit. I'm, I'm chill. Alrighty then.
Man, I've been having a really fun time, so my internet's been fucking shit in the bed for the last hour, you may have noticed. I haven't been able to yeah. get any words out, so that was fun. And while <laughs> I was doing this, I'm like, oh man, you know, I actually want to get some breakfast, but like, I should stick around and not like, just disappear and drive off to get food. So I was like, alright, I'll use Uber Eats. Um, it took an hour for my order to get here, and it was fucking wrong. So now I have to wait here. <laughs> so now I'm waiting here. For, um just wait to see if I get my stuff back. Um, like, goddamn, the, the string of bad luck that's befallen me. It feels, like, unfair. I mean, worst day ever. Well, you know what? It's not a great start when I have to wait an hour when I was hungry an hour ago, and then the food, yeah. it's totally wrong. Like, yeah. It's, it's yeah. not even close. It's all, it's someone else's order, clearly. Um... <laughs> And then the dude's like, well, I mean, you know, if you're happy with it, it's like, <laughs> not mine. What? It's someone else's food. Like, I don't well, get that. Like, oh, if you're happy with it, I'm not. But <laughs> I'm not sure what you need to ask. If I wanted to eat a quarter pounder at 8 a.m. in the morning, then I probably would have ordered that at 8 a.m. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Let's see if these first world problems. These are first world problems. I've been trying to tell myself, like, not to get pissed off about this, but it's hard not to, especially when you have to pay more money for them to get it here. But I could have just fucking waited until now and just gone off for 10 minutes to get it. <laughs> and I'm not going to get anything for free either. I know that much. They're just going to be like, oh, yeah, sorry. Here you go. See ya. Yeah. So anyway. All right, I'm, I'm down now. Friends uh, <laughs> <Rant> over. <laughs> We open with high rags. Hello. No, no, I guess uh, <laughs> no, not this oh, time. Oh, <laughs> I think you might have gone get a drink. So it's in spirit, right? And uh, Morley, you're straight now. Sweet. I, I, I guess you know. Sometimes it just changes up as it, as it does. Um, extra chromosomes. Tisk tisk. So much irony. Oh my goodness. Listen, the people who make these videos, they they have good intentions, I'm sure. I wouldn't want to interpret sure. something horrific about what they're trying to do and what ideas they're trying to spread, okay? Totally chill. Uh, Check your visuals and then we don't assume. I am like here! Oh, they need hi. to think about their positions more thoroughly. I mean, oh, fuck, mm -hmm. if this is going to be the sole substance of your video, there's no, like... I mean, aside from the illustrations, I suppose, but... I have a crazy like, idea. Is anybody watching extra credits for the awesome illustrations? Redrafting. Has anyone actually watched any of their history videos? I haven't. No. no. I'm pretty sure I watched some of them like years ago, and I I, I don't remember them. So. so I was wondering if those were at least okay. Can I just hope. <laughs> well, no hope really, given. The standard set doesn't even and make sense. It, you know, How have they been talking also, about history for this long? So it's a history video on the internet, so I'm already skeptical. Mm -hmm. oh, Do you not like history videos on the internet? I don't like videos about anything I know about on the internet. Oh, wow, okay. you, <laughs> look how <laughs> full of himself he is. Is someone like, from there's this like videos from back in the day when they started or something? That's what I just completely honest with you. So I know I didn't watch those. Mm. Oh, okay. But what I was trying to say is I watched like their their videos of the normal channel like a long time ago, and I, I just remember at some point it's like this is not giving me anything. There was me pre being 
critical of anything. <laughs> even critical of anything. Right. I, I want to explore this topic further, Theo, because, like, do you have any examples of what you mean when you, like, in terms of history channels on uh, on YouTube that, that you think uh, don't do a very good job? History channels on YouTube, any that come to mind immediately, is mostly when I just see things in passing reference. Right. Uh, like, you know, someone will try and you know, use history or something to support an argument, and that always goes ah. well. Yeah, <laughs> it's always yeah, a one History is one of those subjects where everyone's an expert, <laughs> so it can be Are very. You an expert, Theo? No. Oh. I know some things, but I'm far from an expert. I guess the problem is like when it's it's content on YouTube. There's a heavy incentive to shorten it down to you know make it as condensed as possible. And when it, when it comes to mm -hmm. history, that's kind of difficult without doing it's, some exaggeration. Yeah, it's really difficult to actually summarize things like that. It's difficult in the other thing I study, which is philosophy as well, and that's mm -hmm. probably where I get more egregious examples of people just bringing it in oh. where it's completely unnecessary looking at just right with that one. Oh, leave him alone did, did, i don't know no. if you mentioned this on efab but he put out a video saying that uh, attack on titan is like essentially fascist propaganda and he ended up taking it down a lot of people were very <laughs> upset with that I, video. I heard and a lot of people were like please cover it it's like guys i know nothing about attack on titan i don't know anything about attack on titan yeah, so i don't it's... care but there's oh, no. i'm sure there's plenty of responses to it out there there's gotta be um I think he said he's going to make a follow-up one to try and... <laughs> to try and save face? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's a How Attack one, on just Titan right. saved my soul. Yeah, it healed my heart. like that. Attack on Titan melted my cold, dead heart. Attack on Titan grilled my oh. salad. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like, oh, heard no. you of an anime standing over a grill <laughs> just cooking something. <laughs> I think that wasn't supposed to happen, but I'm okay. Oh no! <laughs> you broke it again. Fine. I will wait for the banner to respawn. <laughs> Free way of getting my like, car back. Um, wait, that thing drives still? <laughs> yeah. Have you never driven a broken car before? No, I don't have a license. I'm not a man. Not an adult, yeah. Yeah, ah, oh, adult. Damn it, I fucked it up. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, can I not? I don't think I can get you this. You would if you were an adult. <laughs> Fuck! Um, it's not an OSHA violation, it's corporate-sanctioned Darwinism. I'm not sure, that must be in regard to us talking about- Corporate-sanctioned safety standards and stuff? Corporate-sanctioned yeah. Darwinism? Uh, what soft software do you use to rip Blu-rays and YouTube videos? So, YouTube videos is 4K downloader. It's a really good program. Um, nice That's and simple. what I use as well. I recommend it for everybody. It's super simple and just does exactly what you wanted to do. As for um, ripping Blu-rays, there's all kinds of different softwares I've used over time, and then there are many different alternatives to getting clips you require from from YouTube. Is a big one. I think a lot of starting out channels will be able to do that before they get the software and hardware needed for um, alternatives. Um, but that's one that's probably far worth far more worth googling. Get more information and obviously specifics because there's lots of settings for stuff like that. Apparently, in the Loki trailer, there are time cops, so Cap should have been arrested, I guess. In before, they have a throwaway line saying Cap was saving the world, so we didn't need to arrest him. Whereas Loki was just trying to save his own life, uh, yeah. essentially. 
That's, that's probably, not okay. I don't think it's a good reason whatsoever, especially depending on what they do there, but at the same time, it's better than nothing. Also, does that mean it's a common occurrence that people are just, like, flouting the rules of, of like, existence? How often are a lot of time travelers out time? there? Yeah. Well, when you got the time you stone, to be a division for them. You'd think the time stone alone is just like, oh my god, nobody should have this because it just we'll have to keep arresting them. But the sorcerers <laughs> all have them. Well, and that in fact they have a sacred oath to protect it with their lives. Also, do they have access to the multiverse, the time cops? Uh, I guess they do. Maybe that. Maybe maybe this show will have something to do with uh Doctor Strange. I can't wait to, to to just get to the point where they say fuck it and we're gonna see Q in the MCU. Fuck not. Hey, well, with the Space Jam trailer where it looks like Ready Player One sort of thing, it's like, what if the MCU becomes that? I just mean, probably will. Crossover to the point where it's just everything. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. Nice if they could maintain any stakes, but, you know, too much to ask, I guess, at this point. Uh, what's an objectively good movie you don't like? The Irishman. Uh, probably Godfather for me. I'm not a fan of Godfather, but I think it's really well made. Oh, blasphemy. Hey. Um, hmm. <laughs> do you like, yeah, uh, do you not like either of them? I know three's kind of... Um, I saw all three of them, and, and I rewatched three of them, like, a couple of years ago, and I, I just feel the exact same way. I'm just like... I follow the story, and I think it's really well executed and acted and written. Doesn't really appeal to me that much. Right. Weird. Heresy. But come on, I want to get everybody's answers. It's, Let's go. It's quite <laughs> I'm dense, thinking, I'm thinking. so I uh, that can be really off-putting. I think. As I said, uh, for me, it's The Irishman. I, I I didn't see anything problematic with it while I was watching it, <laughs> but it, I, yeah, it was I was bored personally. I wasn't really into it. Mm hmm. So yeah, that's mine. I, I sort of have to think um, to stuff here. I, I'm sure there probably is really good stuff that I just don't care for, or I didn't. It just just didn't grab me. Um, most things, I, I think if it's objectively good, I'm generally able to recognize it, and so I can't like dislike it as much as I can be just apathetic about it. I think those would count. Yeah, I'm pretty apathetic about golf. Yeah, so, or anything. I guess. Um, hmm. Marriage Story might be up there, where it's oh, really, man. really good, but just isn't my kind of story that I care about really? that much. Yeah, I, I thought, guess. Oh, I really like I mean, that movie. I love Marriage Story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, really enjoy yeah, the good. acting and stuff in it, but um, I, I guess it's just not quite my thing. Right. Uh, hmm. What have you got for I don't know. Anything? Uh, for like a movie that is definitely good that I just don't like. Yeah, like you recognize it's really well made, but doesn't really do anything for you. Uh, I can't think of anything at the moment, but um, let me think about it. So you you can move on to hmm. another question. Well, I was gonna say John uh, and Theo can still answer. Well, I'm that. I'm thinking about it too. It's it's that's I, hard. The only answers I'm coming up with at the moment, I'm very much on the fence about calling good to begin with so <laughs> oh we just said there's like nothing Forrest really gump is one for me yeah I, th I can totally see why that would be the case in fact that might actually be one for me now that i think about it i'm not sure that that one particularly is 
appeals to me, even though I recognize it's really well made. Well, yeah. Performed. And I didn't really give a shit about ET either. Oh, <laughs> ET. I don't give a fuck about ET. I don't care ET, about ET, ET might be either. one for me. The I don't only think problem I've is, ever watched ET. I was going to say the only thing stopping me from saying <laughs> ET is I'd have to confirm that it's actually really well done because I I remember not fucking caring about it. So <laughs> like, there's that. That, yeah, that would be my one, I guess. Well, it's like well executed. Spielberg did a good job on it, but I just find the story so uncompelling. Like, I don't care about the alien. Whatever. Racist. I don't care about the kid. Um, is ET even good? I like I said, I haven't seen ET in so long. Like, I wouldn't be able to say. I can't remember it. But it's you know, you know, yeah. That, there you go. That's probably a good set. Um, why fringy no streamy? Oh, because I'm on AFAP today. <laughs> that's why I'm on AFAP. Me yeah, too. Weird. Bring you. We're both on AFAP. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, not doing both. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, not multitasking. What the fuck? No answer. I don't <laughs> think you. Well, I mean, I not like to try and talk to chat as much as possible, like all the time. That would interfere pretty significantly <laughs> with this. <laughs> yeah, where we're trying to actually have a topic and then talk to everybody later on. Uh, good to see extra credits showing themselves as racists with a guilty conscience <laughs> and a project all over the place. And yeah, Cap was assassinated by Endgame. Yep, he was. Um, I mean, this is the thing. I'm unlike people like extra credits. I'm not too willing to to jump on someone who's racist train too quickly. Mm. I think that they're just fucking idiots. Right. They don't. They they kind of they're in that weird area of racism. <laughs> yeah, like they don't even know no, what the fuck like they're even doing. like that weird gray area. Where what the implications are very racist, and the way that they think a lot of people are, they have this weird well, race fascination. Um, I think we've talked about this before, but like, how racism often presents in like a friend group is that if, if someone around you just kept on making specific jokes or references to how black people are the worst, eventually you just kind of just don't get much of a... You start maybe not wanting to hang out with them that much. You're just like, hmm. It's a bit weird because they constantly yeah, say, it's no, 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 like, black people why do you chill. keep like, doing this? But in yeah. the same, why do you keep saying this? In the same vein, if I hung out with someone who kept fucking pointing out, like, oh man, there's that, that dumbass group called the Schlurms. They just make me think of black people. It's really fucked up that they're in there. I'd look at them like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the Schlurms. They, they, they just, you know how they're well, just knuckle-headed idiots. You're just like, why are you saying that? Yeah. <laughs> Who invited you here? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. if they kept doing that, every fucking thing we watched, I'd stop being like, you know what, I, I, I'm alright, I'm gonna watch this one on my own, it's chill. <laughs> like, oh man. Yeah, you can stay home today. Uh, what's worse, extra credits saying dumb shit about video games, or Mark Brown saying nothing at all about video games? Um, dumb shit's I better than no I shit. Um, Matt, well, I don't know, because Mark Brown, like, I just find him fascinating more so than anything. <laughs> trying like, to understand I what, just, it, what, what yeah. he's doing. Well, I'm trying to understand what the appeal is. I think that's the main thing for me. It's like, why do people like this? Like, it's he's just saying only. things that we all know. Some sexy graphics every once in a while. There's a bunch of games I think you it recognize. Is the graphics, High yeah. quality footage. And, um, but... Yeah. Maybe you there's also... People. Absolutely. Because uh, a lot of people say that, like, he's helped them figure out how to make video games, so I guess, like, how? I don't know... I don't well, believe no them. I think that they think that. Shit. Well, I think they did it themselves, and they're selling themselves short. Probably. I think well, yeah, that's it's what like, happened there. 
Yeah. Because if you made a game and you watched Mark Brown's videos, I would be surprised if you needed to watch Mark Brown's videos to learn the things that I feel like you already knew these. And he just told you things that you already knew. But the, but because he said it, it's like, oh, you, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. You, um, you seen... Because you never needed to think about it because it was just fucking obvious, you know? You ever seen a, a Mark Brown video, John? Uh, I don't think so. He's hilarious. <laughs> he doesn't say anything <laughs> ever. In like He's a cringy really sort of way. Saying nothing. You'll be he like, doesn't oh, okay. say anything. He'll say like, it, so in Metroid, your task, you know, you will need to explore an area. This area is represented on the map. On the map, <laughs> you will notice that there are certain doors which are inaccessible, but that there are items that you will be able to retrieve later in the game. And then you'll oh realize that you need to go back to that area and use that item to retrieve the special art, you know, the next item. One of those item. word salad people. Well, he's not even word salad, it's like, more like a word cracker. Um, he just explains <laughs> what the game is. He'll tell you, like, what the mechanics yeah, are. I was about to say, like, and the then part... people think that he's made a point. The only thing you're missing right. there, Fring, is he then would say, like, this is called a map. And then it's like, this is also in the video game Mario Sunshine. You can hit a button <laughs> and it will open up a general view of a map. But there is much less detail in this map because it's much less important to know exactly where everything is than another game. And it just picks one that's super complex as a map. It's like this one is more oh, complex. Well, that was being really charitable with that last one. That that last one was in danger of sort of making. Oh, you're right. Actually, yeah, he would. He wouldn't give you the reason for why it was simpler. He would just say it was simpler, and then he would. I he'd yeah, say, would, he would just that, be like, and there we go. We have learned that there are maps in games, and some of them aren't the same as the others. And you're like, okay. Now go make a video game. <laughs> go the make fact a video. That he game. made a video called "How to Turn Movement into a Game Mechanic." I think like that just says everything. <laughs> you Turn it into a mechanic. It is one. What are you yeah. saying? It's a pretty basic one. How the fuck can you have a game that doesn't involve moving? The, yeah, that doesn't involve not many involve of them moving something, anything yeah. at all. Some text adventures, I guess. But does that you're kind of but still moving in then, a way? Yeah, yeah. 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 It, the movement isn't a mechanic, but you're still. Well, I guess it, it's just the whole idea of how is movement not a mechanic? Right. It has to be. If it's present in your game, if the yeah. character movement is present, then it. It has to be. It can't not be because of what it is. Yeah. I think because the rail shooter's argument where it's just the movement is all done for you. It's like, so there isn't really movement in the game then. It's just the game is... Yeah, like, the movement in the game anything. is not a player mechanic. It's a game mechanic. But the let's get real. The player does not control all mechanics in the game. Let, let's get real though. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about that when we're having these conversations. No. You know what types <laughs> yeah. of video games we're talking about. We're talking about like the games that you go to a You'll... store to buy for like PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah, and he'll That's he'll be referencing about. something like Mario that has like an incredibly complex set of jumps, and he's like, "You can turn this into a mechanic." You're like, it is a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. You do in Mario games is you go, you jump around. Fuck, man. That sounds like he's carried away with his ego. He likes to hear the sound of his own voice, and he puts out a video. He's like, "Look, I'm saying well, things." I don't know Look if that's this. even. I, but the thing is, with him, is like there's almost this sort of humbleness that I think people ascribe to to that to what he does, which is weird, considering that he doesn't say anything. Right. Yeah, like he. I think he's seen as like a little, like like a really friendly, harmless guy on YouTube. No worries. And all he, mm -hmm. and he's very objective. He just tells you what the case is. You know. But at the same time, okay. you're supposed to come away with knowing the difference between good and bad game design. So you're just like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. 
So yeah, well, we I got guess... extra credits for that, thankfully. Yeah. I say, to come <laughs> back to the question, then. Uh, which... I coded my game while watching that uh, <laughs> game design video of extra credits. So the idea of which, know how which those of those orcs, two how is... to portray the orcs. Which of those two is worse? I find. Uh, I was about to say, which one causes more discussion? Would you guys say? Extra credits, probably. Extra yeah, credits. I'd say the extra credits yeah. one. Yeah. It's hard to latch onto anything with Mark Brown. Yeah, because yeah, it's almost like you have to generate the topics because he's not really doing any. He's just saying things. Yeah. It's just words everywhere. Well, fucking extra credits they... are like, it's bad to have a race of zombies or whatever. You're just like, right. Game <laughs> Maker's Toolkit? Is that him? Yeah, that's him. That's yeah, him. Yeah. Okay. I'll check that out later. Do, please, the one you should check out specifically. <laughs> no, what are you doing? The one you need to check out specifically, grab it, is, uh, is, is how the enemies in Cuphead kill you. Right, just search Mark Brown Cuphead and you'll get it. It's you need to see that video and then okay. tell me what you gained from watching it. <laughs> I think it's anybody who's played a lot of video games, that video is actually frustrating. <laughs> like, why would you do this to me? Um Hello, all my awkwards. Yeah, that's very, very friendly, yes. Hello. Whoa. Oh, also you Dumbo should play DDLC. Perhaps. Someday. Oh. Uh, a thought to consider, definitely. Hello, Massives. Yola, the all-gwyn run made by Challenger Andy that I was talking about yesterday is where all of the enemies except for NPCs are turned into gwyns. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uses a randomizer mod to do it. Is that... Do they all have the same, like, health and damage, or do they s scale with whatever they're replacing, I guess? So, sounds like it could be, uh... It'd be tough. Are Moopa and the Gedeld Man different people, or is Moopa the Gedeld Man's name? Um, look, it's it's real complex, but anytime it seems like it's inconsistent, there's an explanation, okay? <laughs> Don't worry about that. I'm sure it's in the lore book somewhere. Uh, I'm Muller and Crew. Ew. Hello. Howdy. Hello. Will you watch A Vampire's Kiss for EFAP movies, also high regs? A Vampire's Kiss? He's a Nicolas Cage movie. The Nick Cage? Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not against it. To go on a hmm. Nicolas Cage movie. That movie's marathon. hilarious, man. Fuck, I was rolling on the floor crying laughing <laughs> the first time I saw that. Huh. In that case, probably yes. But, like, Nick Cage's craziest performance, isn't, I think. Isn't a Vampire Kiss the one where he's like, I never misspelled anything! Not once! Not one time! Is that yeah. that one? Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, remember that, that line, but probably. <laughs> I uh, Well, the one everybody remembers is him running down the street screaming, I'm a vampire! Yeah. <laughs> I'm a vampire. <laughs> so funny. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm ready to watch this. Yeah, I was gonna say, you prep me now. This <laughs> <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's so insane. Could you please elaborate on why the third Pirates movie is objectively bad? Not that I don't believe you, I just can't see the falls myself. Um, pretty sure it's absolute fucking nonsense. The only problem is that I haven't seen it now in so long that I can only remember the major beats, uh, which isn't quite enough to be able to tell you more than that. But I am more than happy to eventually do... Pirates of the Caribbean arc on EFAP, okay? Don't know who will be in it. Don't know what it'll be about. Uh, more so than just Pirates of the Caribbean, like maybe it extends to that. They're doing that reboot with all girls, right? That's that's good. That's gonna be great. No Johnny really. Depp. Because uh, 
he's he's gonna, he's he's considered like he's Hollywood poison now because of all that other stuff that went on. So yeah, who knows? Maybe right. when we know that that film's coming out, we can we can do like a build up uh, to to watching it, watch them all again, and we can go through them. Because I would be game for watching the first one again. Pirates of the Caribbean one. How many one are movie. there? Four, five, but the there's one, two, three, and then on Stranger Tides, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Is that it? Five, right? It's either five or six. Hmm, that's a lot. Well, we've watched more than six movies on EFAP. We'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but have six movies on EFAP released. That's the key. Mm. Yes. We got a backlog, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> 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 a lot of movies. Um... Read Mason Dremure on Amazon. A man dies and is sent to a fantasy world. He then takes the job of a detective. Where does the highway go? Da fight. <laughs> I don't even know if that's real. Where does that highway go to? There you go. Uh, Thunder Force Refat Movies, also high Rex. Hey there. Uh, I've seen Drinker's review of it. I didn't know that anybody would have made that movie, but it was made. <laughs> premise is like what is the thunder for us? So a city is hit with something at some point that gives everybody a bunch of powers but most of them are evil it, it hits anti-social people or something like that and they're all called the miscreants and they fuck around with everything and then a, a, a brilliant scientist creates a machine that can give out a power I guess and so Melissa McCarthy ends up using it oh, she no. becomes a superhero to fight off the bad guy. Mm. Now I know what you're She's thinking. She's gonna be Ursula and Little Mermaid, <laughs> so get excited, guys. I know what you're thinking. You're like, oh, it's gonna be bad because she's in it, and she's typically in really bad shit. No, it's just bad because it's bad. But um, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't say that because all I've seen is Drinker's review, and I shouldn't want to speak maybe on something like a, I haven't seen. Maybe it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> We had this conversation yesterday, didn't we? We did indeed. Uh, so yeah, you know, uh, maybe we'll do a free fat movies at some point, or maybe it'll be forgotten in time and nobody will give a shit by the time we are like, oh, we could watch it. You know. We'll watch a vampire's kiss. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm. Yeah, you'll get a kick out of that. You. Um, I don't get the hype around Zack Snyder. I think he's a very pretentious director, and his cut of JL is no better than Joss's. But anyway, hi Rags. Hi that there. Also, you are correct. Um, I don't. <laughs> Like, if you were to try and explain how it got the way it was, I don't know. Like, like I don't know where the, the Snyder sort of cult arrives. Obviously, I'm using that hyperbolically, but it is kind of funny. Like, the, there's a group of people that get very, very fucking angry at you for uh, criticizing it. And, um... I like the guy. I, I like Dawn of the Dead. I think it's a decent zombie movie. It's probably my favorite thing of his that he's made. Um, I, I do respect him quite a bit for, like, apparently he didn't take any money from Warner Brothers. Like, they got all the money and, the, like, he forfeited any money that he would get from the movie in order to have, like, complete creative control over it. So he made the movie that he wanted to make, for better or worse, definitely worse, I would say. But, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, he made what he wanted to make. He didn't compromise. He didn't take any money for it. Like... I like that about it. The movie, oh, on the other hand. There. I'd say I'd, I'd hate him like for it. his persistence. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, 
I guess there are, there are traits like that that explain why a lot of people are big fans of him. It's certainly not his movies. So, my goodness. How could you be a fan of that? I'm sure it's more so the guy being awesome. Um, do, do Hill House slash Bly Manor unbridled something when? Review the good tisms, also High Regulus. Hello! I don't think I ever intended to make like a unbridled thing on them, but I want to do a breakdown of Bly. The only issue I have with that one is... Um, I kind of want to talk about Hill House while talking about Bly, in terms of what it improved on. Then it's like, should I make one oh, on boy. Hill House first then, so that it's prepped? Like, hmm. Well, maybe. one way or another, it's going to be a huge project. <laughs> yeah, because uh, anything that's that long already being longified, it's going to be a long. But uh, yeah, I do intend to make something on them eventually. Um, Baba Bui. I'm just as Snyder definitely got carried away because that four by three decision was really fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, not when you're making a superhero, a mainstream superhero movie. Like, people are too accustomed to like having that room on the sides when you're doing traditional shot reverse shot. Like, if you do that on a four by three ratio, you, if you're doing shot reverse shot, you either like put the character frame the both characters in the center of the frame for each shot which just looks weird when you're cutting back and forth or you can kind of like space them out but then they're touching the edges of the frame you can't do that two-thirds golden ratio thing with like the the blocking of uh actors in the frame like you need that space like i think that's one of the, the most important things that happened in the evolution of film you know more than sound more than color is just widening the canvas because yeah. there's more like storytelling opportunity i think with that extra space on the sides i mean like, it just uh, more closely matches um the way that we see the world we see more to the sides than up and down like right. up isn't that important to us you know most stuff that we see is going to be in front of us um right which probably explains why we can see more to the sides um, but I mean, you can see it in, in that film, the stuff that was shot when it was going to be in theaters, there's a lot of space above their heads, but the stuff yeah. that they made specifically for four by three, like the dark side CGI stuff and that nightmare sequence is all framed better. Right. It wasn't meant to be this way. The, that's where my biggest contention is. I am pretty much chill with whatever ratio you want to go with, obviously, uh, barring absurdities. Um... But as long as, like, assuming you made it that way when you made it, not that you fucking pulled that out of your ass when you wanted to make the film look completely different to Joss's vision. Like, that's when it's like, oh, okay. And there's just loads of examples of how that's obviously what happened. Um, right. Because unfortunately for him, we've seen a different vision that has similar shots, or a lot of the same ones. And so we know what he was working with and then what they did with it and what... Because this is not uncommon, um... To, to shoot something that is not the same as what it's going to end up being, but knowing that ahead of time. Uh, and so you account for it and stuff, and it's just, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, very odd. And I don't think it worked out, but hey, made it look very different. Very artsy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I said Joe Biden, Joe Biden, wake up. Joe Biden, wake up. I, I, I don't... Any of you guys called Joe Biden... <laughs> No, I not me. So. All right. Wait, what's the question? But if I was Joe Biden, I might not <laughs> even be able to remember that I was. So, ooh, man. <laughs> That's the ultimate question. Uh, 
Theo is right about the Clone Wars and isn't full of shit. There's an episode where Obi fakes his own death and Anakin doesn't realize yeah. the person he's hunting yeah, for revenge is Obi in disguise. Sorry, Theo son. <clears throat> Sorry, that's not just an episode, that's an arc. That's yeah, like three it's four or four episodes. episodes. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> Awful. It's nitpicking. really bad. Uh, neither of you have seen it, so you can't comment. Mm. No, I've seen that one. No, you haven't seen the whole show, though. Yeah, that's true. So there you go. But I've seen that one. I'm sure the, the Clone Wars is awesome and you guys are just being hyperbolic. No. Describing the storyline. It's really bad. Uh, good to see John on here. Eat the foam, bigot. <laughs> uh, so what are the subject will extra credits take on that everyone on the internet will make responses to? I swear they're doing this for the publicity. It didn't really work out, though. The view count on the video isn't exactly going well, like, for that. Yeah, it's yeah. over 200k, but still, that shouldn't be anything special. Not for their subscriber count. It's like, what's going on? And maybe they, maybe that is the idea? It's just like... We can piss some people off. It'll revitalize us a little bit. Those poor guys. Morning, EFAP. Hope we're doing well. Uh, good morning. Yeah, Ringo planning on making an Endgame video. Damn you, was hoping to have the ultimate take on that garbage movie. Oh well, I'll make my critique regardless. There's plenty for two people. Yeah. Absolutely. Um... Are the components of the actual anti-life equation actually applicable to all life? Do all sentient beings experience despair and isolation? Hi, Rags. Hello. Uh, I wouldn't... No idea. Stupid comic book garbage. Don't, don't think about it. I was gonna say, I don't think you need to go that far to actually considering it valid. <laughs> it's, it's complete nonsense. Yeah, I mean, the, who's writing an equation down somewhere? Like, <laughs> for anti-life. Who found it? Yeah. How is it written in an intelligible language? Like, who discovered it? Like, is is the point that someone's supposed to find it? Is that why somebody's fuck etching it on a rock or <laughs> leaving it in a notepad in a drawer somewhere? <laughs> what are the odds that it was no on one Earth, will ever find way? it? Of all the planets they could have left that on in the multiverse, you know? <laughs> Weird, huh? <laughs> it, like that whole Schneider cut feels like they approached Avengers with like a checklist of like okay we need like three fucking items um, cubes okay fine M mother boxes yeah sure fine uh big bad guy uh big CGI man uh Steppenwolf uh he needs to have like a leader because we need like an overarching Thanos type person of course dark side because it's DC like just very mechanical fill in the blank and, uh, well, they're Marvel, but more mature. That's what I've heard. Oh yeah, fair. Mm. It's for adults. Yeah, we we're Marvel, but for adults. <laughs> so true. Um, I haven't seen the extra credits video. I predict orcs remind me of black people. Therefore, other people are racist. Also, high rex. <laughs> Hello. I mean, kind far of, off. that video we saw where the guy was like, "If I feel this way about your stuff, I'm just gonna go." It's like. Okay. I feel like that's just <laughs> the inevitability now. It's like, we're not going to talk about anything. If I don't like it, I'm out. Wait, all right. So is it the Half-Life 3 equation? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Rags. Remember to drink your rhino milk. Oh, I never forget. 
The anti-fun equation equals Mola plus Ragu plus pausing plus longman slash objectivity slash bad. <laughs> I would say it creates fun. That's what I reckon. Hmm. Uh... DC let Nubia real one happen. They deserve way more than Snyder. I have no idea what that is. Nubia real one? Yeah, maybe it's a comic? I don't know. Uh, let me take a look. Nubia real one. Oh, it's Nubia colon real one. 27% like this book. Interesting. Um, uh, let's see. From the witty and powerful voice behind a blade so black. Oh, can uh can you be a hero if society doesn't see you as a person? Uh -oh. Guess what race Nubia is. Good <laughs> stop. Nubia has always been a bit different. As a baby, she showcased Amazonian strength by pushing over a tree to rescue her neighbor's cat. But despite Nubia's similar abilities, the world has no problem telling her that she's no Wonder Woman. And even if she was, they wouldn't want her. Every time she comes to the rescue, she's reminded of how people see her as a threat. What? Her moms do their best. What? I have, yeah. <laughs> her, what you, her, her moms do their best. Oh, I guess she has two moms. No okay. Um, her moms do their best to keep her safe, but Nubia can't deny the fire within her, even if she's a little awkward about it sometimes, even if it means people assume the worst. When Nubia's best friend, Quisha, <laughs> is threatened by a boy who thinks he owns the town... <gasps> Nubia will risk it all. Her safety, her home, and her crush on that cute kid in English class to become the hero society tells her she isn't. From the witty and powerful voice behind a blade so black, L.L. McKinney, and with endearing and expressive art by Robin Smith, comes a vital story for today about equality, identity, and kicking it with your squad. I hate comics. We can check out a I don't preview. know that that's comics' we fault right there. <laughs> Let's check out a preview. Let's go to the next page. The art is pretty. This is our first page. It's great. I want you all to see this. This is... This is a hero. <laughs> Cool. I love the body. Uh, it's, uh, um, is she that, like meant some... to be very tall or what? Yeah, good God. I guess. Look at like the bottom left picture of her putting the gauntlets on. She Monster. is very tall. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Floopy face. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, Let me... rich... That is <laughs> a very squat torso as well. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what's because it's she doesn't look like tall. There's something not. It's, I don't know. It's a bit it's high waisted proportion. Yeah, high waisted. Yeah, I think that's the way Akira Toriyama draws characters. That they have these huge long legs, but really squat torsos, so that they look like they have these Herculean physiques, but <laughs> they can also be just the right same size as you, fellow reader. Speaking of Herculean Herculean physiques, damn girl. <laughs> 
what is going on with the POV in this shot? Like, oh, it's from above, Why but sort of it's not. A frame <laughs> paddle. Well, it's weird. It makes her sitting up look to be just about as tall as Wonder Woman standing up. Or unless she's on her knee. No, she's on her knee. I'm not sure that the perspective in this in this uh, in this frame is is correct. No, it, it doesn't uh, look quite right. Being mean to someone's office. Well, the fucked up. diminishing points are way off. Like mm. you yeah. got you got and those lines in the background giving a different feel to the whole thing. Perspective. Yeah. What a weird thing. Looks weird. You just hate it because it's not what you're used to. Well, I mean, it's funny because when it comes to like art, it's a lot easier to just say that something just plain is or isn't working, um, which is super helpful. So on on Goodreads.com, four hundred and ninety ratings put this at a four point four seven out of five. I don't sure. believe them. Hmm. <laughs> no, I don't believe that's legitimate. Well, maybe it is really good. <laughs> we haven't had a good. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe but... this is actually amazing. But... I hope so. So anyway, uh, honestly, Brad Bird, director of Incredibles and Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol, would have done a better job with the DC universe, more specifically a Superman movie. That's a guarantee. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just, just don't even go with like. Brad Bird and the director of no 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 just say some guy, Ronnie he would have done way some better. guy Ron yeah Ronnie some guy I saw he's the homeless guy <laughs> who's who hangs out behind the Arby's on West Thirty Second um, yeah Ronnie would do a better job than Zack Snyder You're like Ronnie he's like <laughs> uh, you like should Superman laser everybody I when he gets up here or should he be like just confused he goes I guess you should just be confused I, I, why I laser, laser everybody <laughs> I feel like there's a weird thing to do, have him do it it's like thank you Ronnie just put that in give me a sandwich and I'll write your screenplay yeah love how, sandwich. I love how Steppenwolf is told he needs to conquer 50,000 worlds when it would be more realistic to say 47,392 worlds well, mm. you could argue that Desad is just rounding it for all we know. Yeah. You know, yeah, but what if you lose track, you know? Well, like, maybe wait, he's got it written down now? himself, and he's like, I'm going to update you every time you cross 500, you know? It'll be like 50k, 49.5k, blah, blah, blah. You wouldn't want to make it that complicated, you know? But yeah, you... Uh, watching the EFAP backlog, now at 58 high rags. Hi there. That means they're like a whole two years, the one year behind. No way. You're in a half behind us. There you go. You'll get here eventually. Uh, Rags is. I am gonna leave you now. Uh, oh my goodness! The wrestling is about to start. In like oh, is it now? Minutes. <clears throat> yes. Um. It's, uh, it's why don't you Why don't you be like oh, for the people who are like, wait, where's uh -huh. Metal going? Where do I find him? Why don't you tell them? Uh, right now, I'm in my flat. Uh, you can just knock the door, and I won't open because I don't know you. Uh, no, I was just... <laughs> that was so stupid. I don't <laughs> regret it at all. <laughs> I, I appreciate that joke. Oh, that was a good joke. Uh, no, uh, mostly, yeah. That's why you mostly find me on my Twitch Rooney. Uh, just playing the Gorms, whatever I feel like, pretty much. Uh, yeah. Other than that, just... Trying to chop away on that John Wick video. I probably have to adjust my 
schedule because every time I want to work on the weekend, something else comes up because real life is a thing, unfortunately, and then people <gasps> want something from you. So I, I might that. have to sacrifice. I might have to sacrifice like one, one or two days of streaming each week if I ever want to finish that video. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. this, this whole time thing is is uh, pretty mm -hmm. coomy. Time is gay. It's time is, is a bit gay. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> otherwise you just see me on all this weird EFAB stuff. Those 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 filthy animals on EFAB that I'm doing stuff with. Yeah. That, I think that's about it. I, don't, I have nothing else to add. Alrighty then. <laughs> we shall catch you in the future, Mr. Metal. Have yourself a good Absolutely. wrestle. See you around. Yeah. Nice See talking to you, Metal. Yeah, same. Bye, oh, bye. Always good. See you, dudes. Rags is totally Rageolette from Archer. Hi, Rags. <laughs> I can see that. Potentially. Oh my god. I'm gonna make Rags want to Google it, it is, now. But... Rageolette? Yeah, Archer, Rageolette. Not because you look like him, but almost you can't. You kind of do remind me of him now that uh, now that uh, somebody's mentioned it. Ray Gillette. Let's yeah. see. Let's see. It's not a huge I resemblance, but there's something. I don't look anything like him. Uh, well, I, dude, I literally just said. Well, you just said resemblance. I don't know why you would use that word if you don't expect him to think you're talking about how he oh, resembles okay. him. Uh, Is it his, right. like, his attitude, his, um,. Well, I mean, he's demeanor. got a little bit of a southern twang to him, ah. a little bit, but it's kind of refined, you know? Wow. Um, oh, unlike me? No, well, that... <laughs> I said that you'll like him. <laughs> Why are you making it so hard for me to make this point? Frank's uh. a verbal terrorist. Yeah, I'm a verbal terrorist. <laughs> Why? Because he's gay, Fringy? What? But... But Rags is is uh is is bi. Uh, what's his face? It's just gay. So gay people can't be bi. What the fuck? Wow. Not very inclusive. I knew we'd get there. So much for the tolerant fringy. <laughs> so much for the tolerant fringy. <laughs> you make me sick. Yeah. Justice is Rags gray. Rags shore leave from Venture Bros. Let me look that one up. Uh, Justice is gray is the most edge uh, ass name anyone could have unintentionally given to a cut of a film. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is the edgiest it's thing hilarious. in the world. Justice is gray. <laughs> imagine imagine Just thinking that movie like justifies that fucking subtitle. Yeah. Justice is gray. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, I remember somebody made this fake Joker poster, and they put it, Joker, and the subtitle was Dawn of Society. <laughs> and they did such a convincing <laughs> job on it, I was just like, is that fucking real? No, it can't be. Like, it yeah, with him, with you me. never know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would have been so funny if that was the actual title. That should be there a sequel. A, uh, Dawn there is of a, Society. Well, there is something called the Justice Society in DC, so... Oh Don't really? Rule it out. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's <laughs> Don't rule it out. I think they're gonna probably introduce. I think they're introducing it in Black Adam with uh, 
with uh what what the fuck is it the guy who's in everything oh the rock yeah dwayne johnson oh yeah he's in everything well he's awesome yeah. so that's that me? fine i mean i do like him um he seems like a cool dude but he's in everything <laughs> yeah and when but... he is in stuff it's too self-referential you know where like it's he always way, jokes about his muscles and like his eyebrow thing it's getting like, that way because it's just everybody knows who he is and everybody knows kind of like what he looks like and everything so yeah it is yeah it's like if your movie casts the rock your movie is now a vanity vehicle for the rock where he just gets to flex and <laughs> how, how about we put a line in here about how fucking like shredded i am like okay Dwayne. He's super shredded, though. Let's let's rewrite this scene. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Watching watching all this hit and run footage, man, get me so nostalgic for this game. Getting to explore Springfield, it was so cool. I was like, so yeah. happy getting to explore Springfield, like seeing all of these locations I remember and all these references. Dude, hit and run's world is like a safe space for me. Nothing bad happens here. It's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> Except uh -oh. for if you run over the hard word. No fun allowed, alright? Zack Snyder's Simpsons Hit and Run would be a little different. <laughs> well, I wonder what Zack Snyder's Hit and Run would look like. Homer is, oh. um... Oh, what would it be? What would it be? Well, you're, you'd have us peripheral vision. Maybe Mr. Burns would be the protagonist. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, Ayn Rand or something. <laughs> like... I, I wish I'd never learned that, because now I just keep reading it into everything he does. <laughs> One of my first games ever was uh, a Simpsons game on like Windows 95 called Virtual Springfield. I fucking love that game, man. Cause you, you got to like, it's like a point and click travel around the town sort of thing. Kind of like um, those- I think I remember like, ads for Old that adventure on, games work. On the DVDs. Where you, like you step one thick, one step forward and back and you turn left and right. Mm -hmm. If, hmm. Like, but it's all like point and click. Well, that's uh, really cool. I mean, that's full actually, of like gags and stuff. I'll look that one up. I my first one was uh was uh Road Rage, so yeah. And that and even that game was really cool. But then when Hit and Run came out, it was like, oh my god, this is like I played awesome. them in reverse, unfortunately, yeah. and so I was just like, oh, Road Rage is just a simpler version of Hit and Run. Um, obviously what I mean by that is the, the form of gameplay in Road Rage is Crazy Taxi, while Hit and Run has yeah. missions in it that are akin to Crazy Taxi while also doing a bunch of other things. Well, Simpsons Hit and, uh, Simpsons, uh, hit and Run is basically just if, if there was a uh, Grand Theft Auto version yeah. of The Simpsons, but a little more structured. Well, mm -hmm. Simpsons games were, they were just, it's The Simpsons, but this is a wrestling game, this is a skateboarding game. This is Do a... you remember uh, The Simpsons game? Do you remember that one? Yeah. It's I didn't more like a... it as much. No. Uh, it's fun for a Simpsons fan. It's alright. Like, yeah. Yeah. As a game, it wouldn't... Whereas I think Hit and Run, uh, even if you don't really like The Simpsons, you can get something out of it. It was mm -hmm. funny to think about games like that, because I think that uh, I think that the, the Fractured Butthole, uh, the South Park one... Wait, you mean like The Fractured pretty... Butthole? Yeah. yeah, The Fractured Butthole. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I think that game is, like, pretty solid as a as like an action up well as a turn-based rpg but it's so it's so um south park that even though mechanically it's pretty sound 
if you don't like South Park, it probably would be really difficult to play that game because it's just mm. such a South Park show. There's so much South Park content that you have to get through. So obviously I fucking love it, but I can understand yeah. if other people didn't really get much out of it. I thought the story was weaker in that one than uh, Stick, Stick of Truth. Truth. Yeah, I, I'm inclined to agree, yeah. Yeah, the, the second one felt a little... It didn't really know where it was going, I felt. I think by the like end it, of Mitch Connor stuff, it kind of started to uh, lose its way a bit. Yeah, it tried to wrap up. It wrapped up everything anticlimactically with like the missing cat that they set up at the beginning. They find mm -hmm. the cat, but it's like really underwhelming. And then it's credits. It's like, oh, that sucks. But in the Stick of Truth, you had that great scene where it's like they're, the boys are by the pond and they have the stick and they throw it in the lake. It's like this is too much power for one to handle. <laughs> it's like a, it's a great ending scene, even though it's totally dumb but like it's a great way of like it's a nice little story right of like yeah wielding yeah. that power even if it's just in their heads it's such a neat I, I, what a great idea to turn south park a game just the boys playing pretend like fantasy yeah. and then superhero uh which makes me wonder what if they're gonna do another one what it would be because um i'm not sure what the next one could be they've done the fantasy one and they've done, like, the superhero one, um, which was already something they had, like, the coon and all that. So I, I wonder what they... You know, it took me a long time to even realize what was funny about the name the coon. <laughs> it took me a <laughs> long time. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, he's the coon. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't see it happening, to be honest, because, like, they did the second one because they thought, like, the first one fell short and we could do it mm. better. And then they did the second one, but they encountered so much bullshit, like, because Ubisoft, I guess, forced them to do DLC and DLC. other shit they didn't want to do at that point. And the story just wasn't as punchy as, like, the first one. And and there's no, like, big trend to make fun of right now, because it's still, we're still on, like, superheroes. Yeah. Like, in, in, like, film. So, I don't know, I don't know what they would make a game about, and I don't think they're motivated to... To do well, it anyway. you know, I wouldn't mind if they actually made something totally new as like a video game. I, I would love that too. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Be great. Zack Snyder is the David Cage of film. I <laughs> think that is yeah. pretty apt, to be honest with you. Who mm. is that? David Cage. Uh, he made Heavy he's Rain. He's the Zack Snyder of video games. <laughs> oh, so he's Rain, Detroit, what is that? Quant Quantic Dream Quantic or something? Yeah, that's the one. That's him. Yeah. Right. Detroit become human, shallow, stupid Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah. It's not an allegory, I promise, he says, as he makes an android write, I have a dream on. It's <laughs> <laughs> hmm. fucking unbelievable. Makes you think. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what it means. No, no idea. Well, yeah, I don't know, man. Do androids dream of electric sheep? Who knows? Shoehorned in some dead car as well, because I think the, the other option you can write is I think, therefore I am. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's deep. It's very um, deep. Hashtag release the rest of EFAP 130, release the rags cut. Hi, rag. The rags cut. <laughs> Would have just been an extra hour of you being like, so the Snyder Cut's really bad. Okay. Yeah, it's really shit, guys. <laughs> I just uh, learned the other day that there's a. Part of the chorus. 
I learned there's a cut of I think Days of Future Past called the Rogue Cut. Yeah, and yes. it just has one deleted scene with Rogue in it. <laughs> well, <It's> like, <laughs> the story you just changes add a one bit. deleted scene. You call it like the cut of whatever the character's in the scene. Well, I remember the story changes it's... a little bit because they have to collect her, and she's used to help keep Logan back in time. I think. Yeah, that's right. Oh, because uh, Kitty gets like slashed, so then he's right. to get her yeah, to which is absorb really that power fucking inconvenient. Rogue is so fucking cool, man. What a great idea for a character. She can't touch anybody because she would kill them and take their powers. It's really cool. Kitty, like, yeah. That's that's awesome. I I feel like uh, when we be talking about how like overpowered a lot of the heroes have been becoming in the MCU, I feel like the mutants could be a really good way to bring it back down. Kill all of the people who are powerful. <laughs> well, it's just, it's, well, I mean, it's just such an emphasis in X Men on the caveats of the superpowers, whereas like a lot of the other characters, it's just these powers are awesome, like Scarlet Witch. Oh man, I can like control reality, whereas with Damn. Logan, it's like I can't die, and I see everybody else die before me. It's like, yeah, it doesn't seem so fun when you frame it through that lens. That's what X-Men were yeah. much more open about exploring, is the, the, the curse that is these powers. Yeah, and also how people would respond to it. Like, if we lived in a world where you had some people, like, if you had someone like Magneto, that's pretty terrifying as just a regular person. Yeah. If he's Ian McCallan, you'd be like, he's a good guy, right? Yeah. Bro... X-Men has wasted potential, like, as a, as a concept of, well, I don't know, I'm arguing with, we're not arguing, but I feel like X-Men as a concept yes, we are. has been flawed significantly. Is what? Uh, the, oh, sorry, I was leaning over. The X-Men has, has, like, explored that topic pretty thoroughly. It makes me wonder, especially if they're going to integrate them in the MCU, how are you going to retain the, uh, the persecution component of X-Men? Because that's, like, so fundamental to the story well hey falcon can't get alone yeah well maybe yeah maybe maybe uh you know you got um What's wolverine th trying to get alone you would yeah, imply for a be... moment that like maybe the world would never <laughs> even treat them this way because it's so used to magical people and i was like hey, they don't care about continuity like well yeah i guess i was trying to treat it like they were gonna do it seriously but that might be my mistake my mistake was thinking they cared God, I'm so cynical about the MCU <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm very curious about Spider-Man 3. Me too. Um, I want to yeah. see what they do with it. It sounds interesting. Please be good, please be good, please be good, please be good. Please. Hey, Muller, I can't stay because of work tomorrow, but I wanted to know what you think of Invincible. Show on Amazon if you don't know. Also, hi, Rags. Hi. A lot of people recommended us yeah. that. It's the tenth time <laughs> recommended in like two days. Yeah, obviously we haven't seen it. Maybe we will at some point. Lots of people talking about. It. I watched Wally -E today, and it was the opposite of the Snyder Cut. You know, brilliant and great. Also, yeah. reminder: blind man yeah. are bad because gay and non-white. I <laughs> mean. <laughs> 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 Upon, uh, yeah, that's rough if you think that. That's fucked up. I've heard plenty of arguments that go outside of that, like, it's boring, or it's not scary, or... So plenty of arguments have been said, and I, yeah. just, I don't appreciate this <laughs> mischaracterization. really good arguments. So many arguments. 
God, Wally is so awesome. Love yes, that movie. <laughs> um, the Buffy season five. I was, I was surprised how scathing the satire was. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. Like it's such a big middle finger to like the whole <laughs> human race. That movie, I love it. I, I mean, the film is literally like, just don't end up like this, guys, please. <laughs> 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 to the point where you see like a little flower growing. It's like, oh my god, Jesus Christ, yeah. what is this? <laughs> um. Buffy season 5 finale was fantastic. I even teared up at one point during the scene near the end, which reminded me of a Alien 3. I know what you're talking about. And yeah, The Gift is considered one of the best episodes of Buffy ever. Really good. Rightly so. Good finale. Um, I think that was that was your tipping point, right, Fringy? Yeah, it was at that point that I was ready to accept that that show was great. It took me a while because of seasons 1 and 2, and then 4 was kind of a slip again. Um, to finally be like, yeah... I'm in it for the I'm in it for the long haul now. Oh, no. I did a fucking Austin Powers somehow. Look at this. <laughs> Physics. Is How it do even they work? possible to do? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, watch so many Star Trek. I think you guys would like Spock because he's an objective boa. Boar, maybe? Um, an about... objective boar? No, he's not a great... He's a great side character. Well, it's spelled B-O-A-H. But he would be a terrible protagonist. What? They said objective, like, boa. I don't know if they meant to say boar, but B-O-A-H. Boar. Objective boy, maybe? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Boy. He's an objective boar. Yeah, say B-O-I for boar. Okay, Jesus. Boy. Boy, boya. Alright, well... Uh, also, Picard is like rep off of Mola. Rip off, maybe? Um, well, uh, yeah, he definitely ripped me off. <laughs> Those pesky writers copying my life. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong was objectively better than the Snyder Cut. I'm not even. Look, I'm sure it was more fun, but like, from the little I know about that movie, it seems insane. Like, some of the things people have been saying about the plot. There was me thinking it was going to be Kong and Godzilla just fight, but there is so much more going on in that movie. Oh, it could never be that simple. Yeah. Um, we can't just give people what they want. Well, apparently people did get what they wanted, so there's that. But oh, uh, yeah, I suppose they added in a bunch of other... Yeah, but remember, well, people said in Godzilla King of the Monsters, everybody says like, oh yeah, that's we got what we wanted. It's like, did you though? It's like 90% I feel is still... A lot of people have... Um, the sentiments changed on that film since it came out. Like, yes, people have started to admit, like, yeah, okay, King of the Monsters actually did suck. Cause there's only like seven minutes of monsters in it, and it was like a two-hour plus movie. Finally, yep. singing our tune. Cause fuck me, when I saw that, I was really disappointed with how much human garbage was in it. I hated Godzilla: King of the Monsters. I found that really frustrating and hard to watch. Like, it gave me a headache. Like the, just the way it was. You couldn't see anything, and the sound design was really like obtrusive. I just hate the, the like, it was just annoyed the it's show. It's like an assault on the senses. It's the same I thing Rise like... of Skywalker did to me. It's an assault on like, my sense fuck. of sense. <laughs> yeah. Assault on sense. For me, this I is honestly, a concept. Yeah. Like King of the Monsters reminded me of like a Roland Emmerich movie. It was doing so much yeah. shit that annoyed me in that film. Yeah. Like, the character, you know, there's a character who's like. 
I'm the man who like knows what's really going on, Mr. Vice President, and that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I got like from this. that movie. He always talks like this because he is an yeah. action hero. And it's like, who the it... fuck are you? Like, <laughs> who are you? Yeah, the human stuff in Godzilla vs. Kong is Emmerich level cringe. Oh, but I like I like the monster stuff. Yeah, and in the I mean, grand Godzilla King of the, the Monsters movie... isn't as good as the Patriot though. <laughs> <laughs> I would take the Patriot over Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, I said it. I haven't even seen the movie, and I said it. But I am interested in seeing Monkey I just Punch want to see Monkey lizard. Fight. Yeah, yeah monkey. Monkey to punch the lizard. That's all. I'm, like, if this happens for longer than like thirty minutes, I think that's satisfactory. I don't that think it'll be that long. That would cost a lot yeah. of money. <laughs> yeah, I know. We can only. They just only need help. about two trailers worth of fighting. Yeah, if we can <laughs> yeah. scrape that by. Come on, guys. Maybe this would be the time to bring theatrical shorts back, just to have monkey versus uh, lizard. Tree like wrestling. And have that be like. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Have have Godzilla walk out with like dramatic music playing, and he's just, <laughs> the audience is cheering. Bunch yeah. of other lizards giving him his. He's got a little lizard yeah, coach. And like, I'm getting a divorce from you, Godzilla. <laughs> you <laughs> chose the fight over me, Godzilla. I'm taking like, the monkey babies. <laughs> important. And Kong is this new up and comer. Everyone's really like excited about, and Godzilla's like, I gotta defend, gotta defend my honor. Uh. Hi guys and rags. Quick question. Oh hi. Will you be releasing an EFAP movies for the Snyder Cut? Uh, it is being worked upon. I believe the next one is probably going to be Suicide Squad, but I'm not 100% clear on that yet. The uh, meme repository is sorting it out. But uh, there will definitely be an EFAP movie Snyder Cut one day. Uh, you might have said this already, but what do you think of Falcon slash Winter Soldier so far? Oh, uh, thought it was it's shit. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, they, they haven't justified a lot of the payoffs that they want, storytelling-wise. They're doing the thing that we said, where... Someone comes in, they're like, I want my story to be about this. And it's like, oh, you can't really tell that story in this continuity. It's like, I will anyway. Okay. Yeah, it's only going to cause several problems. Um, whoever's writing the dialogue, it pains me. Like, I hate listening to people be completely overt about everything they think and feel. And thus, can't fucking have any wiggle room to understand anybody. It's just, it is what it is. I don't even feel like people anymore. And I think they're wasting the potential they have with both of the characters on the storyline. And then I think the other big criticism we had was, um, fuck me, the way they're handling this new Captain America guy. Mm -hmm. Oof. Do you know who I am? <laughs> Wait, we gotta watch the new episode, and I'm, I've been told he does evil in, in it, so that's great. Yeah, well, I saw the picture. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, but who knows, maybe they'll pull it together by the last episode, like WandaVision. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, does Filmento have a vor fetish with that thumbnail? Perhaps. Perhaps he considers that the upgrade. You know, you need to involve a little bit of vor, and then Batman vs Superman will be of higher quality. Uh, also, have you seen the Lost Soviet Lord of the Rings? I was linked that, uh, and and my God, what the fuck? Do you guys know about this? No, I no, heard about I... it. Yeah, I, I saw a screenshot. An unlicensed. Adaptation of Lord of the Rings in Russia from ages ago, and it's only just now been dug up. Oh, yeah, I heard about would that. love to watch this. It looks insane and nonsense, and but like at the same time pretty funny. 
maybe we could sort out something of an EFAP movies for it. I don't know. I would be super interested in watching it. Uh, Weekend Warrior, which is worse, Snyder Cut, Justice, or Attack on Titan. So, he's not here, but I would imagine he thinks Attack on Titan is worse than both. He seems very personally upset by it. Um, the ending, I mean. And then he, I think he still thinks the, the Joss cut is worse than the Snyder cut. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is like Transformers. You don't like it because it's well written, you like it because of the violence and or explosions. But why not both, though? Why yeah, not yeah. have both? There's no reason to believe that you can't make a good Godzilla movie for real. I wish they would just cut out the human characters. Just like yeah, follow fuck just fuck just Kong and Godzilla yeah. shows up and that's it. <laughs> that's how like, the film starts. The, the reason they're in that movie is so fucking stupid, the the human characters. Like there's no point. They're just I mean the last uh, movie they were trying to destroy the world, so <laughs> does it get stupider than that? <laughs> uh Darkseid versus the Dawn would be like Deep Sea King versus Moomin Rider. With, you, you reckon the Dawn would be the winner, yeah? That's, that's what you're saying. Darkseid wouldn't stand a chance against the Dawn. Cause I agree. I mean, Darkseid would get to make a big inspirational speech, though, so... Yeah, he could Good probably thing. rally some people. Um, is it wrong that I started cheering for Steppenwolf when Superman started arrogantly and sadistically destroying him and lasering his horn off? Um, <laughs> It's just awkward. You watch it's it and you're like... I don't no. know about rooting for him. Yeah, I don't want him to destroy Earth, but at the same time, it's just like, damn. You never stood a chance, buddy. <laughs> He's just getting lasered to, to death. It was. I think I was more distracted by the fact that I was watching Superman do that. I was just like, wow. Whatever, yeah, whatever well, works, the, buddy. Superman is... He's, like, so fucking powerful that, like, pow part of him as a character is, like, he's incorruptible. Like, uh, morally, I guess. So, like, seeing him, like, really beat up on someone and, like, lose, like, lose his shit a little bit, it's just like, holy shit, Superman, like, calm down. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because, of course, like, this, if we never this have guy to could, think like, about... blow up the planet if we piss him off. Yeah, if you never have to think about him being evil, then you can just be like, it's Superman, but at the second he does anything that's vaguely close, you're like, oh, shit, what if he did kill all of us? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Not incorruptible in this fucking universe or whatever, because... Yeah. Snyder can't go a single frame without going, ooh, but what if Superman was evil, though? What if Lois Lane died and he went crazy? Ooh. All I have to yeah. do to introduce this idea is show it. There's nothing else to it. No justification in any way, shape, or form. Just look at him. He's lasering people. Run! Oh my goodness gracious. I just love like being on set, and he's, he's, we're setting up the laser sequence. He's like, why is Superman doing this? It's like, he's confused. <laughs> That's <laughs> really not enough, Zach. I, I need more than that. And he's like, no, you don't. Oh, wow. He's already stopped listening. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, can you get can you get ready? Go on. This is the thing that I find <laughs> weird. Because um, Joss Whedon's been called out a lot for being like, I don't care about your notes on the characters to people. Does, is that to imply that Zack does? And that means that Gal Gadot and um, Henry Cavill signed off on what happened with their characters in these movies? Because holy shit. Like, I'm assuming you Henry guys... Henry Cavill doesn't strike me as the kind who would... Yeah, I picture he just did whatever he was told, and he enjoys it as much as he can, or whatever, because he's not... That seems to be what was going on, but... The implication being that, like, Gal Gadot was like, Oh, I don't want... What the fuck did she do in Joss's version that she had a problem with? Was it the part where she admitted she shouldn't have been hiding from people for a hundred years? Because that's 
it was good that he threw that in. It helped that character a lot, because otherwise she isn't one. I don't know what the fuck happened, but at the same time, like, Snyder to me doesn't seem like the kind of person that's like, oh, you know, Gal, what do you think Wonder Woman should be doing? Seems to me that he has it blowing up buildings. <laughs> it's just like, well... I guess that's the interesting thing, though, in terms of the nature of, you know, cult... This is kind of the reason why I don't think I'd ever want to make a film, because I'd want to control, like, every aspect of it. I don't know how much I would want yeah. people notes or feedback or anything like that and but but the thing is it's like it's it's film it's collaborative so you kind of have to accept that um i guess i guess it depends on how receptive you are like if you're working with someone really talented and awesome you probably would want to know what they have to say like if you were yeah hopefully you know i picture myself being like oh, i'd be totally on board with it but what do you do when someone like gal gadot says i think wonder woman should wear a clown outfit in this scene you'd be like oh, well I'm gonna have to well, say I no. Guess, I, no, no, like, sorry, that's not, we're not doing that. Um. And then <laughs> the nature of your refusal could be used, like, fucking days later as an example of how you're just horrible to work with, because you're not even going to take it seriously. Happens, but this happens on, like, film sets sound like, I would never want to work on a film set, <laughs> honestly. It seems like a hellish landscape. No, it sucks balls, yeah. Well, you've, you've worked on film sets, right? Yeah, it's terrible. Everyone wants to die. <laughs> it seems like everybody's really mad and on edge and stressed out because there's so much that has to get done and working to a deadline and all that and competing egos. I feel like that's probably a big part of it too. Wait, uh, there's an episode of The Simpsons where he's Bart's like backstage at Krusty's show. He's like, wow, show business. Isn't this great? Some some grip is just like, fuck, kill yeah, me I'd now, be... please kill me now, something like that. Just have, well, I have a vague memory of that. Like, yeah. what about? I wish I was dead. I'm now thinking about radioactive. That was the line. Where uh, where Millhouse was working on the movie, and it's like Millhouse, we've got to shoot this scene again. It's like, but we did it. It took us 15 <laughs> hours, but we did. <laughs> God. It's like, well, yeah. no, we have to shoot it again and again, and again and again and again. <laughs> I just ran over Millhouse, by the way. You <laughs> <laughs> um, found movies Samurai Cop and Kung Pao, or Kung Pao Enter the Fist? I think that was what it's called, right? Kung Pao. Legend of en the Fist. Enter the like Fist. Into the Fist. Um, yeah, possibilities down the line. Who really knows? Muller and Rags, watch the Marvel show called Legion. It's trippy, like the first three WandaVision episodes. Oh no. <laughs> that sounds like it could end up being really bad. That's a. Wait. It's a Marvel show. Is it. I'm assuming it's outside it's, of the MCU? Uh, no, it's. I think it's. I think it's supposed to be part of the MCU, but like. In the same way that the uh, the Netflix shows are, which is basically not like hmm. there's not much overlap at all. The doors open to bring in the characters, but they're off to the side perpetually well, until then. Yeah. Well, the problem is, um, I don't know how many people are aware of this, but like the way that it worked before it does now was that there was Marvel Studios and Marvel Television. They were different departments, and they were run by different people. So, like, Agents of Shield. Like that's Marvel, but it's it's Marvel Television, which yeah. means that they 
it's not the same creative team and now it's all marvel studios which um i'm guessing that they're treating as sort of a blank slate to do whatever they want so i wouldn't be surprised if um i would be surprised if they tossed daredevil completely to the side and rebooted i don't think they would i think that there's enough which makes me happy because i think charlie cox was great in that role i think there's enough push to get that to happen but like i don't know about everybody else i don't know about any of the other characters including the people in agents of shield i think there are i think it's safe to assume that they're not going to be a part of this series going forward mm-hmm. yeah I think a lot of TV writers working right now don't work hard enough. Like, it's yeah. just, the material is just not I good. I fucking agree with time. you. <laughs> I would extend yeah. that to movies as well, to be honest with you. I think there is a lack of emphasis put on writing, which is basically just the core. Like, that is that is the story. Everything else is important, but it's kind of... There's mm. only so much you can do if the script sucks. Or tick arbitrary yeah. boxes, like, did it have a fight in each episode? good it's like oh black female protagonist <laughs> yes or that's always something that really board. bugged me about film sets where like you see you're on there you see how fucking hard everyone's working and how many hours and how many days in a row and the script sucks it almost mm -hmm. always sucks and it's just like dude like just some guy in his chair typing away churns out whatever dog shit he doesn't yeah, like care. dictates everything else way. Always what I find yeah. kind of nuts is like, you know, say a person, a character's parents visit for an episode and it just tells you a lot about their history or whatever. And those two people who play their parents are like, thank fuck work. And then it's like not until another season later the writer goes, I can probably have them back in this episode actually thinking about it. Maybe, maybe not. Hmm. And stuff like that decides whether or not someone has a career sometimes. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Um, and then they like do bring you back and you're like, oh, sweet. And you read the script and you die and you're like, no. <laughs> I want to be able to <laughs> I want to come back for another episode, please. I had my life savings to come to the big city, to LA. To <laughs> yeah. Dream. Yeah, but I wanted to play uh, cop assistant number five in the background of scene 37B, which was eventually cut from the final <laughs> release. God, there are so many people who that's their life, and I can't, yeah. I can't fathom that. I'd want to blow my fucking brains out if that was like constant extra. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. And then have it oh, man, LA seems like the kind of city where your soul just gets ripped out of you. Mm, yeah. It's like a fun environment. I I was there briefly just for like a few days. And yeah. walking around in public, I got this sense that there was no social fabric. Like nobody gave a shit about anybody I mean, I, I guess you can apply this broadly to a lot of different cities, but there's something uniquely like everybody was so felt so self-absorbed and like because I, I would observe things in their behavior, too. Right. And things they would say to each other and mm -hmm. let people being rude to each other unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. Like it's just it's like a cold kind of a it's kind of a cold and un kind of friendly place to be. That's what it kind of felt like. I don't know. Makes you wonder why Arby and the Chief would move there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good question. Uh, Jay's law equals people will use any excuse to recommend media that's otherwise unrelated. Watch Star Trek because one character's objective? Okay. At least I don't need an excuse to remind you Dumbo's about DDLC. 
Look, people want to find a way to make it sound as though it was prompted or relevant, okay? They don't want to make it sound like they're just saying, hey, watch this. So I, I understand why it happens. I just find it amusing. Oh, you guys mm -hmm. talked about Lord of the Rings today. Check out blah, 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 because it's good, like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like, oh, well. <laughs> the connection, I guess. Uh, cold take. The monster fights in Godzilla vs. Kong were shit. It's just two CGI things punching one another again and again. Ooh. Well, I mean, that... Just because it's CGI, that's not strictly that's a problem. Productive. It should have been a real yeah. Godzilla. No, <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I really thought the fight scenes were quite well done. I, uh, um, well, I mean, I'm assuming the... You, how complicated can the choreography really get to with those two, right? Yeah, yeah. they're not that bright. Well, they're too big, I think, uh, means that there there is a there's a limit to how complex it could get, which is totally fine. Like, it doesn't need to be complex. I like the idea that I... he fucking punches Godzilla in the jaw. I'm like, that sounds awesome. That sounds really cool. <laughs> and someone was like, yeah, but that was really lame choreography. I'd be like, well, I don't know, some fucking That's a motivation ape. I can understand. <laughs> well, well, it's not going to exactly be like the Raid 2 when it's Godzilla <laughs> versus Kong. Like... It's a giant monkey well, versus a giant lizard. The problem is they didn't specify exactly what the issue was. So maybe right. they have a huge essay to deliver exactly why the the fighting. Maybe the CGI wasn't very good. You know, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Oh, I I also heard by the way that like Godzilla versus Kong has been massively successful for like HBO Max. That like people are actually buying into. I just find it amusing that people were trying to review bomb that film. Like, nah, we want the Snyderverse, <laughs> and like the actual audience has spoken that Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, yeah, dude, like, the actual audience spoke for the Snyder cut. They, what did they say? Like fifty percent of them fucking didn't finish it. Oh, it was more than fifty percent. It was something like seventy percent, I think, sixty-eight percent, something like that. That's pretty hilarious. I don't blame yeah. them. Well, yeah, I, 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 I was developing it. a headache when we got to the end. It's like, yeah, Mueller made me sign a fucking contract. <laughs> Yeah, I had to finish it. I didn't want to, but he said, eh, well, you got it for this, well, and, you know, we have a lawyer. Do you remember when we were like, did we pause halfway through, and it wasn't, we considered it, but it was just like, we can just, there's plenty of time to talk, you know? Because there's so much nothing in the yeah, film. Yeah, there's so much not happening, yeah. I remember that point. I think, yeah, I think I was the one who was like, we were halfway through it, and I said, hey, we sort of agreed to stop this halfway through. Should we stop? And we were all just like, nah, just There's let just it no point. <laughs> just let it run. <laughs> just let it roll. Might have been worth it to get a drink. I don't know. <laughs> just remember that life is a thing. Mm. I do like monkey versus lizard outpaced Snyder Cut. Justice is gray. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> monkey versus lizard. <laughs> it feels like such an unfair fight though because godzilla is so much cooler and more powerful like he's got way more abilities way yeah yeah well, like kong more i think but godzilla uh, should win that fight do you do you like kong more do you oh i said people not me oh people, um, yeah i don't really have a preference one's a big lizard the other's a monkey <laughs> i <laughs> i i feel if they did more personality with kong i might like him more because he is, he's an ape, so he is a, a higher form More. of life than they, you know, a lizard, they, in a sense. They do that, though, well, in this does one. That's what's cool about it. So. so they actually give them, like, personalities. Well, I was going to say, yeah, they make, there is... they make Kong the main character, essentially. Hmm. Right. I was going to say, like, like Godzilla would, has some watch... characteristics vaguely from what you see of him doing in the movies. Like, he doesn't seem to be evil or anything. <laughs> 
in the sense I don't think that... either of them are supposed to be evil generally. Yeah. Like, in fact, most of the time, the whole point is that we're the assholes and that, like, the monsters are the ones who are restoring balance, you know, almost. Restoring balance is the atomic breaths of sea. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah that, I guess that's the thing is, like, in the first Godzilla, he, you know, he, he stops the bad guys. I do like the ending of the first movie, how Godzilla looks like he's like, I'm so fuck, I'm too old for this shit. Like, just, I'm going <laughs> I home. I feel like the face, yeah. like a monkey face is easier to get to, I can believe that can emote, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, uh, yeah, that, I guess, well, I imagine that, like, lizards and stuff do emote, it's just not in a way that's as easy for us to notice, because obviously gorillas are a lot closer to human beings they probably also want godzilla to be a little bit more dare i say stoic and mysterious compared to kong kong is yeah. a lot more understandable yeah. especially with a lot of his content you know like there's always the girl who can like appeal to him in some way shape or form godzilla is well, usually yeah. just like i mean he didn't it kill all of us that time the beast Oh yeah, well, that's. I, think, uh, yeah, like, I, uh, I yeah. like the idea that Kong can do things like appreciate beauty and recognize art on some primitive level, and that he could see something is like, ooh, ah, this girl's ooh. hot. Picture yeah, Kong in the museum now, and he's like, yeah, at the <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at Van Gogh. Yeah. He's like, the lighting is incredible. <laughs> he was really a brilliant mind. Gone too soon. Yeah. He reads Lord of the Rings. Well, he's I like, prefer Monet's use of color in an abstract so, sense. Um, I... Listening to some Wagner. Oh no, hold on, never mind. That make him racist. Like that. Oh damn. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. If he read Lord of the Rings and he's like, I'm uncomfortable with the orcs as an allegory. And like, oh no, Kong, please. <laughs> orcs remind me of me. Why are they evil? They are right. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> Actually, it are Boromir who am evil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he died and suffer. There's like a full I'm character. Glad he died slow. A full character analysis written of Boromir. In yeah. He was Boromir alive when go over waterfall. I like I the idea now. Oh, I kind of want this movie to exist now. Of like, it's just King Kong sitting in Skull Island on like Story a chair time. reading. Yeah, just reading books, man. Like, and he's got his glasses on, like his little reading glasses. He <laughs> licks his teacup. finger as he turns the pages. He's like, hmm. tiny little teacup. And, yeah, <laughs> it, a teacup or like, uh, and he's in that, you know, that sleeping gown that people, or the, you know, yeah. whatever. Little slippers. They wear. Yeah. Yeah, slippers, and there's a fireplace, and it's just Godzilla reading books. And he's like, oh, hi. Uh, hi, monkey didn't see you didn't there. See you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every, like, um, hour or so, a random, like, denizen of Skull Island, like one of the other monsters there, stumbles across <laughs> and there's a big fight scene. And then he just yeah. dusts himself up, sorry about that, and goes and sits back down. I can already think of the We're jokes. We're talking about horrible book reviews. Um, randomly, yesterday, I think, um, I just happened to stumble, again, randomly, across some, just some guy who reviews books, and his, his five-and-a-half-minute review... Of Sun Tzu's The Art of War, he oh, he no. says he doesn't recommend it. Do not read it. What? <laughs> Are you serious? I'm I'm I am I am as serious. He's as entitled someone to his opinion, be. you bigots. I feel like I feel like The Art of War should be required reading. Such an interesting book. It is nuts. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Um. Yeah. I was thinking of um, if it was a movie though, the Kong versus Art or whatever. Um. 
<laughs> the, the, one of the, the one of the endings to a scene when he's talking about his favorite media is he says like Smash Brothers, and then the character goes, someone's like, "Oh, who do you like to play as?" And he looks at the screen with like a unimpressed face, and then and then it cuts <laughs> to the next scene. <laughs> <laughs> the Art of War of the Prince. Oh fuck. Um, I feel like the Art of War has the a Art more of War. Fundamental... You can finish it. Well, no, yeah, but the I mean, I fin the Prince like the I Art of War is. Yeah, the prince is really small. The art of war, I feel like, appeals to more fundamental things that are really interesting and useful. Like, there are easy ways for you to read into the art of war or, like, the things that it says that you could apply to any circumstance in life, whereas the prince is a lot more specifically about leadership and politics. So if you, if you want to be a politician, it, you probably would rather read the prince, I think. What about you? It sounds like you had thoughts on that, Theo. What, oh, what would, what uh, do you I've read the prince a bunch of times. Haven't actually read the Art of War. Haven't had a chance. Uh, I just wanted to say, yeah, uh, the prince is very much. It's about leading, being a good mm -hmm. ruler, and there's things you can read out of that and extrapolate Absolutely. from that regarding, you know, particularly on a moral stratum, because of course morality is involved. It's making decisions as a leader, and. It's quite noteworthy, especially for the time, Machiavelli's particular regard or lack thereof for morality's place within leadership. One and, thing you notice about yeah. him is he has very little faith in the average person. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Zero. Well, wasn't he? Human. Wasn't he Italian? Yes. Yes, he was Italian. He's surrounded by mobsters all the time. The mob mobsters controlled everything the, over there in the Renaissance. <laughs> all he, all he, his entire world was mobsters and pizza. So, you eventually it's not all bad, you just snap. Then. Well, I, like pizza. I don't know. You have pizza over and over and over and over again when you're surrounded by mobsters. Well, what yeah. if you put all different kinds of things on it? Can we, can we still call it a pizza, pizza if we have like other? Food no, you on can't. It? He didn't have that kind of freedom on account of the mafia. They had strict. It was like the, it was, it was, it was a guild back then, the mob guild. Um, mm -hmm. and they they had their fingers in the the pizza guild and. There were very strict rules on what you were and were not allowed to have on your pizzas. So for or else they come and they break a leg. Would and you be allowed say, to have hey, pasta you pizza? Stop putting my pizza 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 pizza. What about pie and pizza? Say, oh, I'm a sorry. Oh, I'm a sorry. <laughs> that's, that's insensitive. So that's my review of Machiavelli's The Prince. It's Machiavelli, dumbass. Machiavelli. Machiavelli. So somebody say, isn't that based on Ezio? <laughs> I like that reference. <laughs> well, he references Cesare Borgia like all the he time. Does. He's yeah, like Cesare Borgia is like the Giga Chad to him. It's like the guy did everything right, which is uh, funny because it, it's it's funny as the longer like time went on, Assassin's Creed became more and more like. I'm pretty sure that um I'm pretty sure that they made Julius Caesar a, a Templar, which is like mm, mm hmm. I, I feel like I feel like uh, the more I think about Caesar, the more I find him very interesting. Well, I mean, he was always interesting, but more so like I he's always the analogy for like the power hungry maniac. But like from what I understand, he was super popular with uh with Romans. Yeah, like, he was they really liked guy. him. Um, and and it's kind of a situation of you had in killing him, they basically destroyed the Republic anyway. They were trying to save the Republic by killing him, and, and in doing yeah, that, like, they so just... the Senate can just go around and stab people. 
Uh, well, it was their logic because he was basically he was making himself essentially a dictator for life, um, and like it was becoming less and less able to um, to to affect change the the senators. So they yeah they assassinated him, and then that just paved the way for Augustus to wreck shit and uh, take over. So yeah, they destroyed the empire anyway. Uh, favorite MCU Iron Man suit would probably be the first proper suit up in Iron Man first 1. one. Um, uh, is that yeah, but that, that's Mark III, right? The Mark III suit? Um, I like the Avengers ones as well, both before and yeah, after he gets them. They're pretty cool. Uh, the suitcase suit was cool, like, in a general sense. Um, did not like the Age of Ultron one. Looked weird. Yeah, that one was meh. That one was pretty awful, to be honest with you. I like the Civil War ones quite a bit. They're cool. Mm -hmm. The Homecoming one's pretty neat. Yeah, uh, and then from there and on... that's the last good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't, the Infinity War and Endgame ones are just... They're losing what I kind of like about the aesthetic of Iron Man being much more of a, a clunky tank robot suit, but also, you know, movable, not like a, a horrible it, restrictive thing, rather than a second suit of skin, which is, of course, more suitable yeah. for nanotech, I suppose, but, like, I don't know, I just didn't like the look of it. It's the part of the appeal of Iron Man is the suit, the armor, right? There's yeah, that capability cool. to it. That nanotech mm. is too quick and loose. Like it's just mm. there, so the screen, the screenplay can like do whatever, make it, it do was, whatever it needs oh, to yeah. do. It, this yeah. is the thing. We kind of just accepted it. But... Like I was a little yeah. like, oh damn, he's unlocked fucking nanotech. And like, mm. there was there was implications of that in Civil War with like the little watch he has the evolves into a full glove around him and it's just like you know like like a stepping stone if you will but at the same time it's just like damn you've got that now okay that seems well, sudden but think... man is it useful for um filming because you get robert downey jr's face pretty much all the time because he could just but i oh man i i'm sick of them taking the helmets off all the time yeah these crazy really annoys me yeah dude the fucking Helmets and, that undo in like a second. Ant Man and the Wasp both have nanotech now. Like it goes. Yeah. Every time we need to see their face, they can't just be in costume all time. And of course, Black Panther suits, they do the thing as well. Yeah, but the Black Panther suit is worse. The one in Civil War is so much better. It yeah. looks real and it's yeah. cooler. Yeah. It can't be disabled by a stupid floop cannon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's... Everybody's got to have crazy, stupid nanotech helmets, and it's really annoying. Just keep the helmets on. Stop no, they're it. famous. Yeah, we need to see their faces all the time. It's dumb. I know who. I know who. Paul Rudd is. I know who's Ant Man. I don't Not... need <laughs> verification every. It's wrong. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. Have you guys considered EFAPing Sherlock? Thought it was a strong show, but rewatched it with my family recently and it was howling with laughter by the last season. Maybe fun. Say hi to Metal for me. Hello, Metal. Yeah, that hi, last Metal. season's pretty rough. Um So this is the Cumberbatch show we're talking about, yeah? Yeah. I'm guessing. Have you seen all of it? I have, yeah. Yeah, so I signed out at around season two or three and i remember when h bomber guy's video came out i was like yay i share all these opinions <laughs> about why it's not good yeah. um so i've heard that fans were very upset by the uh 
the last season or whatever, and I just, I, I don't know, I don't think the show was ever that good. It was, um, hmm. cool at certain points, but, like, I don't know. But yeah, the idea yeah, of doing a new fab series it. for it, I doubt it. We're probably gonna, we'd rather do other things before that one. Martin Freeman was in that one, right? He was. Yeah. Watson. I liked him. I like Martin Freeman in most things. I, I know like he's... Martin Freeman in everything. <laughs> yeah. He's um, he's got a decent amount of people who really don't like him. Um, really? Really? I don't remember if I've seen this in EFAP chat or somewhere else, but I know there are people who think like he just plays the exact same person in everything, and he sort of stumbled into A list because he was just around. I but, um, what 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 would they be citing for that? What do they mean? Well, that's the sentiment in full, so I don't know. But like I, the idea that he's like similar, I, I wouldn't really care to. Like, like, I just, I think he's very convincing as a, as whatever character he usually is. But he's, there's enough difference in like, you played Arthur Morgan, right? Is that the name of the guy in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Then you've got, uh, yeah. Um, obviously, like the agent in the MCU Wait. is very different from, uh, like the character in World's End. Yeah, um, yeah. And in uh, what's the show we watched? Um, oh, Fargo. Uh, yeah, he's fucking great in Fargo. Fargo, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I think Fargo's yeah. enough to conclude he's he's a good actor, like <laughs> in terms of range. Um, but I don't think you have to have range to be a good actor. If you're really good at playing a particular role, then that's that's good enough, at least in that well, context. I, mean, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I could be moved on that, but uh, he's better as a support character than protagonist. Arthur Dent. Arthur Morgan's uh, yeah, RDR yeah, too. Yeah, Wait, how yeah, did he, why didn't you correct me on that? <laughs> I uh, for a second I, I said I said yeah and I was like wait a minute what the wait hold on <laughs> like do they have the same name <laughs> yeah um yeah I don't know uh it might just be that people haven't seen him play different enough roles and maybe he can well, here's one for you that's on along those lines Seth Rogen is really good as uh Steve Wozniak in uh Steve Jobs I agree yeah he is yeah he's really good in that. Um, when he usually super. just he's played stoner guy like a billion times. Wow, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's why uh, I like that as an example because I mean he's not playing a stoner guy in that movie. He's playing you know Wozniak and it, he does a super good job. Michael Fassbender is really good. He's good in everything. Yeah, he's, he's just really a really phenomenal actor. Too. Was he um, good in Assassin's Creed? Probably. He probably was good in Assassin's Creed. And he's what's good funny at is, everything. It's yeah, just that he been. makes a lot of bad choices when it comes to the movies he does. I've seen like that Nicholas movie, Cage? but I don't. All I remember about the Assassin's Creed movie is that everybody has a gimmick with their um their arm thing. Everybody's it's, it's almost like super ability. Like you don't know what this person's gonna have. It could be a uh, grapple. It could be a man. All, all kinds Assassin's of different ones, like a gas. Assassin's Creed kind of bums me out as a series. The first game is such a unique, cool, and original idea, and um. <laughs> He should be in Assassin's Creed, you're right. He's the greatest character in fiction. Yeah. Like, Assassin's Creed 1 is such a cool game. The setting, like the themes, the themes are on point in that one. And I don't think they're ever quite that good again, except in uh, 3. 3 is a weird one, though, because I don't really like it that much, but I like the themes. So... I like your themes. I don't know much about the story. The gameplay uh, didn't really compel me. It was too, like, hold A and forward. <laughs> and I, t I totally get that's that. That's about it. Um, I think that they should have evolved it from where they, like, you know, in Two and Brotherhood, 
you know, it's like at that point, the combat was becoming incredibly easy, but the stealth was starting to get a little bit better, but they never really, I think they should have fully committed to doing stealth and, um, yeah. and encouraging that. But I mean, in terms of like the, the world, the first one is the problem with Assassin's Creed is that it started off with a really interesting idea, which is we have two factions, the Assassins who ultimately believe that the best world is one in which everybody has autonomy and the Templars, who ultimately believe that the best world must be governed by, like, some sort of force that knows better than everybody else. So it's basically just the fundamental of chaos versus order, and both sides have good arguments for the side that they believe in. And and, and having it set against the backdrop of, um, of the Crusades, when you've got these competing ideologies and everything, and then, like, the central narrative element is holy shit there's like an artifact here that like disproves all of these religions it's all bullshit like and it controls people's minds holy fuck we could use this and like finally create the world that we believe in um and, and of course the, the the villain having like evidence for how the way that things are isn't working in the backdrop of the crusades we have like all these people killing each other heretics and things like that so great and after that game, with the exception of three, they totally drop any pretense about uh, about the Templars having a point. They're just evil. It's really lame. That's that sounds cool. The... Yeah, no, the first game. Yeah, really it, it cool got idea. In, It started to get really heavy into this, and it's and you you didn't even mention all of the like the Desmond stuff. Uh, I didn't. That's true. Cause like fuck. Cause like fuck that. Uh, it could. Um, they could have made it work, but by the time that they, as as more and more time went on, it's kind of started falling apart. Um, alien race and end of the world yeah. and stuff like that. It just got to be like, what the fuck? Where where have we gone? What's happening? Now? I think. Uh, I think that's the interesting thing is that even even taking into account everything that comes afterwards assassin's creed one feels like the one that i mean it's certainly the one that is the most rooted in history in the sense that like the the assassins were a real faction that existed and they were in syria and you know obviously the templars were the templars at that time and then sort of exploring these settings what's that theo uh knights templar who they yeah the knights templar yeah, yeah. Um, and having them and then all of these characters like Robert de Sable, like, you know, these, these are all, well, they've always had real people, but it's, it feels a lot more, I think, I think it's just because it's, it's a less conventional setting, whereas the, the as the settings got more and more conventional, it's like, yeah, of course Connor knows George Washington, like, yeah, of course Connor knows, um, or not Connor, or like, yeah, of course, um, of course they met Napoleon in France, or yeah, of course they met Queen Victoria, um, I think when you're doing history that's a little less known, you can get away. Like, I don't know how many people know about the... Well, maybe I'm totally wrong here, but I'm not sure how many people know who the Borgias are or the, uh, or the, um... Fuck, what was the other one? Damn it. No, it's gone. But, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, uh... He meets Da Vinci. Ezio meets Da Vinci. Well, he does meet Da Vinci, which is probably the first time where it's like, ah, uh, I see. Yeah, you know. And then past that point, it starts turning into like Family Guy skits almost, where the <laughs> you just go like, oh my god, you're important person from that time period. Yeah, wow. Medici. Yeah, Medici. That's right. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, Medici. That sounds like a Family Guy script. Oh, sure, going for a different game. Yeah. 
and then yeah, you, you run it. Everyone's like, "Wow, I get oh to my god, it's Hitler!" In Greece. At least oh my led... god, it's Russell Crowe. At least that led to one of my favorite Family Guy jokes, where they reference person from history and it just cuts to him at a table and he looks at the screen and goes you don't even know who I am <laughs> holy freaking crap Lois look who it is it's insert character name here oh. yeah they, they got the name out of the manatee pool <laughs> <laughs> I saw a thread the other day talking about how, like, how Family Guy is actually fantastic, and it just got a hard shake, and I was like, okay, chill out. <laughs> this, there might be funny stuff in it, but like, let's not go too far here. I feel like it, it can still be funny, but it, it again, it just feels unfair because they've got it so easy. It's just, hey, remember that time I did X? Whereas in other shows, you have to actually I mean, work hard to justify the comedy. They told like thousands of jokes. Of course some of them are going to be pretty funny. And mm -hmm. if you collect them all up, you're like, see, Family Guy wasn't so bad. It's like, you're ignoring all of the shit jokes, but okay. Of which there were a lot. And there were a lot of jokes where you're just like, yep, yep, please end. Like, yeah. Family Guy had a lot of jokes. <laughs> that like, fucking end. Conway Twitty. Conway Twitty. That's kind of what I mean. Like, someone's defense, that would be, that's the joke. And I'm like, I know that's the joke. The joke is shit. <laughs> yeah. But what, the joke is that it's long and insufferable, and yep. I don't care? That's not, that's the opposite of funny. That makes me upset. I mean, the best I could say is that might work once. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it the first yeah, time, but it was blissfully short. There are they had an episode those. this latest season where they did Conway Twitty twice in oh one God. episode. It's like, holy Stop. shit. Like, one is like, okay, we're doing this again. All right, back to the show. And then they, they have the gall to do it a second time. Like... Get out of here. Come on. Just write a joke. Fucking hell. <laughs> Please write Look, a he's finding Look, Peter's finding a chicken. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I always I, I always remember enjoying the chicken fights because of how over the top they were. This, yeah. I, I think there is more to enjoy about them than the fucking Conway Twitty thing. Oh, yeah, Definitely more definitely. to enjoy about the chicken fight than Conway Twitty. But... Oh, man. I feel like this is a story. I got a story coming on. Oh no! <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> gracious! Well, wait. Related one thing. One thing. Tell us your chicken story. One thing before the story starts, I just want to say about the chicken fights. Uh, the one I remember being surprised and kind of liked it when they do the one with Homer and Peter in the crossover episode and uh, mm -hmm. explode the spaceship and Roger just flies out and he goes, "Hi, thanks for having me." Oh, oh yeah, that's right. So. Back, uh, back when I was a little kitty, I, I used to like making stick animations in Pivot. It was actually kind of an obsession. I was making a lot of stick animations with Pivot. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I really liked Family Guy. And I was like, man, I, I want to make like a, a that, just a big over-exaggerated fight with lots of collateral damage. Um, yeah. And I, w I worked on that for like months, making this cartoon <laughs> of these guys fighting each other. Um, and, it ended, and I think like... By the time we reached the really depressing part of the story, um, I think I'd done like two or three minutes of stuff. And um, and then I, I wanted to make a little different pivot animation. And I started it up and I, I put in about, you know, like five seconds of work. And then I, I hit save on it. And then uh, the next day I come to open up my pivot chicken fight thing. And uh, I found out that I had overwritten <laughs> that one. 
<laughs> no. So I lost a lot of work, and I, I don't think I touched Pivot ever again after that. I think, uh, <laughs> I think, I think that one really uh, broke me. Yeah. I sometimes wonder, like, if I'd actually, if I, if I'd kept going with that, I might have like been doing animation for longer. <laughs> makes makes me wonder <laughs> how how much saving over that file might have drastically changed my uh, my life in terms of how much time I spent doing animation. Yeah, I did that too. I went to yeah. when I uh, went from elementary school to intermediate. I went to the computer lab and I saw all like, the grade six kids were making stick animations and i'm like that's the coolest fucking thing i've ever seen like i gotta do that and the teacher is like no you're grade five you can't use the software yet i'm like get the fuck out of here that's a way to hold you out of here yeah get out of here what are you doing so i had to wait a year and then i finally got to use it and i did that and then in high school my animation through a 3d animation class and my whole project was like two guys fighting in like a on a rooftop and i animated that for an entire semester and i had so much fun i couldn't wait for animation class just to work on that the whole the whole day and i'd stay for hours after it was a lot of fun even yeah. tedious work but animation yeah. is tedious but it's 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 super Fucking love animation. If only they could see you now. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I feel like it's interesting to think about these types of things. Because I remember, like, when I was a kid, I was like, I want to be a director. And then I kind of got talked out of that. Um, mm. and yeah, then, and then kind of the same as that. When you get older, you just... Well, I guess you get talked out of it. But then when you get older, you're like... There has to be a reason why I gravitated so much to like the media class or the the you know why I like narrative writing a lot in school. And then as you get older, you're like, oh shit, I think that's what I actually want to do. Like that's what, right. That's actually the thing I want to do. But it's kind of it's easy to get talked out of it because you know, like a lot of yeah, yeah. There's always a lot worry like, of locking in. That. You're like, is that gonna be me? I don't know. Maybe not. Actually, I don't want to. Unfortunately, we, we, we have to make very important decisions very quickly. <laughs> it's like, well, it's, oh no, it's yeah. the whole idea of if you don't figure out what you want to do, the world will figure out what you're going to do for it very quickly, mm -hmm. um, which is why it's important to think about what you want to do. And I guess if you get an early start, that's always a good thing. It's probably, it's probably preferable to get all your shit content out when you're young because nobody will hold it against you, whereas if you make something really shit and you're 30 years old, people are going to be like... People will say restore the Snyderverse? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I started making movies in Halo 2. It was I made a series called yeah, Mercenary. Made... And it was, it was just about a guy who fights his way through the Zanzibar beach onto the base. He just kills guys. And it was just like an experiment in how to like capture it all cinematically with different angles and about abnormality yeah yeah that too <laughs> dog shit all of it <laughs> there's so much batman begins music in that <laughs> i know <laughs> right but i just kept like i wanted so badly to like be good at it and like so i just kept doing it over and over and i would like get type. feedback off of game facts and shit and game uh, facts holy shit we're going back mm, a while <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> And uh, Newgrounds, I was on there. I made some stuff on there and got feedback from that. 
What if you're uh, 21? You're super young, my dude. You got plenty of time if you want to get started on something now. It's only once you yeah. start getting to like 30 that it's it's starting to get really, and especially if you got kids, it's like, well, shit. Now now things start yeah. getting locked off. I know. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. China likes seeing Hong Kong get destroyed in Godzilla vs Kong. Um, Do they go to Hong Kong <laughs> in that one? I don't know. Oh, I guess they do in that case. In, yeah. in Godzilla vs. Kong? Yeah, they do. Godzilla go Hong Kong. Do they destroy a bunch of shit? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> what? Actually, yes, they do. What? That is Am not I what I signed up for. Am I too old if I'm 24? So the reality is you're not too old really to do anything. It's just more that, like, in terms of the... F it gets a lot harder the older you get. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, jumping jacks. It's, it's fucking... Well, yeah. Especially if, like, I just like the idea that he's gonna go, Yes, 24 is the cutting off, you, you're too late, viewer. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, we, we would well, never want to say that to anybody. It's you know? just the whole idea of, um, you know, if you're like, for instance, when I was like, Hey, maybe I should try and learn how to get good at, at drawing. I'm still working on it. I was like 20... It was about 20... 21, because it was a few years ago. Um, and it's like... That's still pretty young, but obviously compared to the people who've been drawing since they were like 10 and did art classes, <clears> it's like, yeah. good shit, you have a lot of catching up to do. And if you're like 40, and there are artists who are 40 who've been doing it for like 20 or 30 years, it's like, you've got to find a way to close that gap very quickly. And especially you've got a job and kids, it becomes a lot harder because you can't just quit your job and focus on it. So or it's worth when you... Mm -hmm. Just come to a level of peace that you're not going to be like a fucking... You're not going to be revolutionary, right? But you can still make stuff yeah, and that. But you can still important. make something that's good. Yeah. Um, Stanley didn't hit a many, big many avenues to catharsis. I guess it's worth clarifying that there's a difference between whether or not you're going to be like successful and whether or not you're going to get good at the thing that you're doing. I was more talking about is it too you know late to get good at something? You can be successful and crap at what you do. I'm not sure that there's any clear way to. Uh, to, to do that, yeah. Constant example of the rags. And if just even just trying to like do what you think you should be doing, and even if it fails, that might put you on the path to act, finding the actual thing that absolutely you like doing. You know, so the the important thing is just putting yourself out there and trying new things, and opportunities will will come. Found your way to success. Yeah. Or success your way to failure. <laughs> Not sure what that means, but hey, it's deep. Um, I guess a lot of people are citing writing examples, like people who were successful as writers a lot later. That's true. The problem is that when it comes to writing, it's a lot harder to... um, Like, if you want to get good at drawing something, th there is just a certain amount of time that you need to put into it before, like... There's something about... Art, it's really obvious when you're bad at drawing because I think it's visual. So in, you just instinctively notice that something's wrong. Whereas when it's writing, it's a lot harder to identify good and bad. Um, yeah. It's not, but it, it is because there's not... A lot of people don't think there is such a thing as good or bad writing. So mm. it's it's a right. little bit harder to hone in on that when it comes to like, you know, oh, somebody, somebody was successful. And again, successful and good, I guess, are, are different things. Right. They and think it exists when yeah. they've got like an angle, like extra credits, for example. Suddenly it very much exists. <laughs> it's like, you must do what I say. 
Writing doesn't require <laughs> muscle development. Nah, it's a, it's a different kind of skill. Hey man, the brain I, is practice, a muscle. I mean, practice helps, but it's just um, it's kind of it's kind of hard because it's like you need to consume a lot of stories, and you need to think about them a lot, and you know, practice different uh, different ways of, of, of doing it, um, and like the right way, bring it wrong. You can tell when it's wrong, but finding what's wrong is not simple. Well, yeah, but I guess what I mean is, like, if there's a drawing and you look at it, if, if there's something wrong with it, it's almost instinctual, even if you can't quite identify what it is, because, um... Many of you did this earlier when we posted pages from Nubia, real one. I well, draw, yeah, that's, that's right? an example. It, it can be... It's a horrifying game of Leapfrog with your ability to identify what's wrong and your ability to actually fix the problem. Yes. It's, you're in a constant game of Leapfrog figuring out in you know slow improvement in that regard and sometimes you can just sit there and look at something for like 30 minutes or more like look over the course of several days even a couple of hours and just go i cannot figure out what the problem is but i know there's something wrong <laughs> oh in yeah. chat you just said something really good we live in a society <laughs> that's uh, obsessed it's, with... it's true we do we do. Yeah. We live in a society that's obsessed with child prodigies or super young heroes. I agree. I think a lot of people put unrealistic expectations on themselves. You see somebody who's super successful and they're like 19. It makes you feel like shit. Um, when in reality, that is like exception. For the most part, you got to work really hard to get good at something. And that means that you're probably going to be a lot older before you're... Uh, or I guess it's more just that there's a lot of emphasis on the idea of somebody being naturally good at something which I don't think counts for shit. Um, I think that effort and hard work and practice are a lot more meaningful to whether or not you're going to be good at something than whether or not you were naturally more likely to be good at something. And a lot of the time, it's not natural. A lot of the time, the people who are really good at something really young have been learning it since they were like five years old. You know, somebody's not naturally mm -hmm. talented musician just because they're like, you know, 18 or something and they're already doing some crazy musicals and stuff if they've been doing like piano lessons for 20 years well i don't see how that'd be possible it's really impressive if they're 18, if they're 18 but yeah, yeah if they're 18 <laughs> and they've been doing piano lessons since like a year and three months before they were even conceived <laughs> i got my pra <laughs> getting practice in the ovaries that's that's a little mini piano right yeah Uh, since I like hearing you guys hate on anime, here's one of my biggest problems with it. There are only at best four different kinds of characters and have the depth of a water droplet and are as subtle as a train wreck. <laughs> well, it's uh, very charged and very broad. If, I, I feel like even I'm going to be like, I doubt that. Um, I, I've seen enough anime to try and make generalizations like that and, um, Four types of characters. Maybe I could be convinced of it um, if someone was able to like throw fifty of them from different shows and be able to categorize them all into one of four. Um, well, what what would those four be? Who knows? I guess one of them would be the bubbly, big-titted woman, right? That's like, that's one of them. It would be three <laughs> bubbly, big-titted women and one <laughs> awkward guy. Yeah, one awkward nerdy guy who's like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. Uh, Who's constantly blushing and making little gasp sounds like? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I'm trying to do an anime <laughs> gasp. Oh, oh, oh. Anime oh, oh. gasp is uh, It's an very industry. Right? 
Yeah. You gotta do training for that. Vocal lessons on how to do anime gasps. <laughs> like playing Diablo? You're a hard R racist. I mean, yeah, obviously. You're engaging with any of these pieces of content or creating worlds in which similar things happen. They're more inclusive. We gotta be more inclusive by erasing more and more of our franchises. The way to do it. Uh, why hello there, Rags? <gasps> hello. The far left. There's no such thing as an evil race. Also, the far left. White people are inherently racist. We need to be less white. <laughs> Me, what the fuck? <laughs> There's this certain crossover with certain people that you like to highlight as sort of like, that's an interesting thought you just had there, and then it's also another interesting hmm. thought you had over there. Better to be non-specific, lest we are unable to stream anymore. Oi, long man. Uh, when you've been reading Super Chats from EFAP125, I keep sending uh, Super Chat, but you keep not reading them. And constantly sending the same Super Chat is pretty annoying. Also, hi Wags and hi Mubi. Hello! Um, 125 is one. We've definitely got ones that we haven't read out yet, but um, I, I've, we've, caught, we've been up to date with everything since the EFAP that was uh, needed to be caught up on, and we recently did the catch-up for all the Snyder-related things. So, um... This isn't one of those things where you could have put it in that one, right? Whatever it is you wanted to send through, you instead told me that there's something that I need to- I hope you didn't do- but, but uh, eventually, definitely, just trying to fit it in. Uh, try to- try well, to catch them you, all. Why are you failing to reach the planet? I was uh, looking at my- my- my records of things, and then I forgot I was in a time- I should have hit the pause button, it's my bad. Man, I really like this, uh, this particular map in Hit and Run. Um, it's it's kind of like gorgeous because you get to run over that... Millhouse a whole bunch. Because I agree. Well, I, it's uh the sunset and everything, and I remember liking the music a lot, mainly because yeah. saxophone bias here. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, while I think Skyrim is overrated, I really enjoy the Elder Scrolls lore, and I think the way that they did orcs is really interesting. They do a really interesting spin on orcs and their origin that you guys should look into. Any of you have any idea what that hmm. relates to? Not really. No, I no. have none. Really. I do not either. No real thoughts when it comes to Elder Scrolls orcs. Hmm. Well, fair enough. Um. They remind me of um. They remind me of Cleons. Talk to weaponized nerd rage. He has an insider who talked with the original dev before the company shakeup that brought in the progressive nut jobs. Look up nerd rage's stream about Azo. Wait, is that was oh, that in Pizo. relation they to make the? Pathfinder. Oh. What's this in relation to? Which studio? Uh, Paizo. So Paizo is a company, or Paizo. They make Pathfinder. Oh, the they're the role playing that. one, right? Yeah. So. They're one of those companies who are, you know, they start to lean on the whole, like a lot of these companies, like all these companies are fucking doing. I see. But, fuck that, I'll play the game how I want. Suck my cock. Nice. <laughs> uh, extra credits doesn't deserve 100 subs after the Nazis video. I mean, they got roasted internet wide after that one. And this one if I was running a channel and I had made that, like I'd fire them. <laughs> it was an insane. Video. Like, how... 
Uh, I didn't see that one. What were they saying in that one? Who's a Nazi? The, whenever you play games like the Call video of Duty, called Stop Normalizing Nazis. Yeah, and oh. so and when you pick a random team in a fucking FPS and it makes you a Nazi because that's just the environment or whatever, you need to tell the players that Nazis are evil. Oh my god. Just in case you didn't know that. Yeah. But it mean but it's just the whole thing of like, if I'm playing a World War Two game and it's set in the Western Front, like what it, it would be a little weird if it was like America versus Britain or something, you know? Like, a little bit. That'd yeah. be a little strange. Don't kick Millhouse into the Wow, that's you shouldn't have done that. It has to be done just to see this funny thing happen. It's like one of my favorite things to do in this game. Watching him walk back up. A <laughs> 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 um. shame about that Maxim MG2. Vampires can't lift communist weaponry. They can't oh, lift yeah. AK-47s? Uh, Is that like... It's not... a shame. They're, 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 they're pretty secure. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty secure. They're locked down tight. Nothing you could do. Oh wow, I just got attacked by an NPC, what the f- Oh wow, drive into the back well, of my car. Well, it's probably because you're just kicking Millhouse all the time. That's like a law, I'm allowed to do that. Question for Rags. Which would benefit an underground vampire nation better, capitalism or communism? Just curious. Um... I think the, what, what they're going for- to the goal of- if your goal is yeah. to just fucking bite and suck the blood out of people, I presume that you could just do this pretty easily in communism. Well, in, in any society, as long as there's people running around it, like and, yeah, and, I don't think that would make much of an impact. I think what I would say with capitalism mm -hmm. is that you picture the Mr. Burns type who's also a vampire and just fucking is taking advantage of his workers in that he takes one by one into his room to tell them, oh, you maybe a fight or whatever, and then fucking eats them or you know drinks their blood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not quite clear on how we assess the vampires' efficiency in either. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't just be able to eat people anyway. I guess yeah. if you wanted. If I was going to take my chances, if I was a vampire and my goal was to stay secret and to bite as many people as I could, probably I, I would choose communism. I figure there'd be more poor people. There'd be more. There'd be less. Um, I guess infrastructure. For them to utilize for their purposes they like if, if the more like, it, the more people who are more well off i feel like the more difficult it would be for me the more likely it is for people to be armed the more likely it is for people to have better houses with better security uh, they, they would use cars more so they'd be walking around less there would be less infrastructure for subways and things like that, where it's probably really crowded and would be more difficult for me to get away with it. Um, yeah, so was the question like which, which not not like a political structure for the vampires themselves, but if you lived in a country, so an underground vampire nation. Oh, um, I guess. Uh, I guess I'm trying to figure out if the commodity is blood. Um, well, can they live on, on blood alone? Presumably, yeah. yes. But also, the, the world stays the same, except they, they exist, okay. you know? So the underground, so like, if the underground society was capitalist, there'd be, like, private companies that sell blood to, uh, to vampires to drink. Whereas if it was communism, there'd be, like, one overarching communist 
like the Central Vampire Committee or something. <laughs> um, the the CVP, and then they could like maybe they'd be uh, you know, the, the blood is is distributed amongst everybody. There's an equal amount of blood designated to each person. So like you swing by and they're like, this is your blood for the for the week. All right. I know. Um, yeah, which one? We they... distribute the blood. Yeah. <laughs> so as for which one they would do better in, I, I really would have to hear a whole bunch of arguments from multiple people to be like to be sure because I'm really not sure. Yes. We need it to would hear probably depend of... more on the individual like country than it would that system because I don't know if that the, if if those two systems would play that much of a role in it when it comes to just acquisition mm. of blood. Mm -hmm. mm. It's kind of an interesting question though. <laughs> in terms yeah. of what would happen. Uh, off topic, but do you know of any moments in history or fiction where a group of soldiers had to repel an attack and civilians joined them to help? Um, it well, probably certainly happened, but I, I mean, just don't know. In many World off the top War II, towards the end of the war, a lot of the people who were fighting for Germany were civilians who got recruited. But I don't know if that's the right example because one, yeah, they I don't lost, know if that's the and two. Of the Two, I don't this... think that they were particularly on board with it. <laughs> Doesn't Dunkirk do that? Uh, with Dunkirk, they recruited civilians. Civilians got their boats to go across the channel to pick people up. Oh, mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah. This is the, thing. Uh, the other uh, one I was thinking well, of. Well, what's the um, example Poland? where. Um, wasn't the mafia used to, like, act as. Was it like a police force or something when. Was that during World War II? I've got pieces of memory here. I'm not sure what I'm referencing. What about, uh, the well, the Warsaw Uprising was the home army, and a lot of that was, well, uh, defending, so like Helms defending Deep. their city against a siege, I guess. What um, was the question? Technically, Helm's Deep would count. Yeah, um, I'll read that again. Do you know of any moments in history or fiction where a group of soldiers had to repel an attack and civilians joined them? I bet there was a fair number of sieges where the civilian population volunteered to help the... I guess it depends on what Tolkien means, because, for instance, in Russia... Yeah, because somebody's just said Russia, World War II. In the Battle of Moscow, civilians uh, dug trenches and stuff and defenses for the uh, for the soldiers. Mm -hmm. um, that That's probably an example that feels... Yeah, I wouldn't that be surprised if that stuff happened. Well, Stalingrad, mm -hmm. yeah, the civil... Well, the thing with Stalingrad was I'm pretty sure the civilians weren't evacuated quickly oh, yeah. no they weren't allowed to leave yeah <laughs> because Stalin I, think that was was the same nice Lenin I think that happened in uh leningrad as well like they couldn't get out um exactly. i guess that's different though that was a siege not uh that was kursk oh was it i'm pretty sure in the bat in moscow they they dug defenses the French resistance, yeah, but the problem was they were in underground they weren't like i guess that i'm not sure if that counts they as... weren't civilians well, I mean, they were. Like, I mean, they in the sense in that the they were. I mean, if if they weren't regulars in that sense, I see what but... you mean. Like, they weren't. Just, yeah, they were organized, and I guess that yeah, they were organized. Count either. Yeah. Um, so oh, Crete! The Battle of Crete. The civilians uh, helped out the Allies when the Nazis invaded Crete. A lot of people are saying, um, wouldn't civil wars count? I'm assuming this excludes civil wars. Like, it's not. Yeah. Um, Is this like spontaneous? Civilian, like I think that's what they mean. Yeah. That probably happened a lot in the Revolutionary War. Probably happened a lot, uh, yeah. just in general. But in I'm general, yeah. examples. It's a very narrow category. Because I was gonna say just feudal levies in general, but of 
course, they were organized and, you know. Um, this one just says, girls get it done. I, uh, I, oh my I goodness gracious! I, I'm not sure what that why that would have come up from what we were looking at today, but uh, name name one thing a woman has ever done. I'll wait. Oh, that's why it would have come up the fucking logic part where there's a better logical or whatever. <laughs> um, I know what women have done. I watched 300 where she says we give birth to real men. It's like oh, you found movies 300 one day, much like many that movies. I love how Snyder Cut fans are dusting off TLJ's defenses for how intelligent the film is. You just don't understand its brilliance. The characters are supposed to be that way. That's what funny. Fucking characterless. This is the thing. I don't even... Like, Wonder Woman, man. What the hell? A whole movie in four hours. What'd you do to it? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I want to go down the route of it's supposed to be shit. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to go down that route. It's, uh... But it's funny, the whole dusting off TLJ arguments. I still... Stand by that. I think the TLJ defenders had better legs to stand on with the whole like, the film is about this broadly, and that is a very meaningful message. Like that is something compared to, um, fucking. It doesn't matter that he forgot, because ah, it's you nitpicking is what that is. It's just nitpicking. Which, by the way, TLJ people would totally go with the whole nitpicking thing too. But a lot of the time. They would just be like, yeah, those things are problems, but like, they're in all movies, whatever. This movie's doing this thing really well. Um, but yeah, some of the comments I've seen have been absolutely incredible. I think we, we've, we've talked about them a couple of times in different places, but uh, the majority of it is you don't understand. And, it's, and like, the, there's so many comments about how like, Muller cuts out dialogue deliberately to make the film seem stupider. Like, if I added any of it, it would only make the film worse. Trust me. Also, copyright's annoying, okay? I can't just play the whole movie. Uh, they rap and use the word fascist over and over because even they know communists are objectively worse than fascists, but need to defend it. It's ironic. I'm at the point of any tism means fun from this. Um... Communists sure. are objectively worse than fascists? I feel like fascists, yeah. like, at their worst, are pretty much just peaking. Bad. <laughs> like, yeah, oh no. that was kind of. What, I guess is he referring to the whole thing of like how many people collectively? But I thought it was like about the ideology specifically. I feel like fascism is worse. I like. I can. I, if I, can, I was going to live in a fascist or a communist society, I'd rather live in the fascist one. I don't. Um, I, I. I don't know about that because I don't know what the fuck I this fascist. Know, yeah. We can go from zero to one hundred with fascism. Like I don't know how bad it is. Yeah, I feel fascism. like. Very poorly understood, even in the best of times. Well, I guess it's just because, like, what what are the what are the examples that we have? It's like two countries for a very short period of time, um, versus well, more than two, I guess. But as opposed to like several countries over the course of half a century, um, they're both labels of socialist oppression. Isn't like the key operative element of fascism that it's like ultra nationalist and very racially, like that's it can be. I'm, I'm pretty it, sure it that is what be. it is. No, I'm Invari think... invariably nationalistic. Uh, yeah, which will always incorporate some racial element, but it doesn't have to be as racially charged as Nazism was. Okay, right. Yeah, if the focus is, especially if the focus like is super on national identity in terms of a shared culture, 
um, then yeah, I would. Is that hold on? I feel like hold on. Is this me being Wikipedia or Andy this time? And also, the, <laughs> I mean, the USSR was super nationalistic as well. It's a form of authoritarian ultranationalism. But yeah, they both suck. <laughs> that that, yeah, was, they that both, would be yeah, my they comment. Both suck. <laughs> they both yeah. suck. I I like my my I like my free market nice economies. I don't know. Like, yeah. My capitalist I like my democracy. Republic. I like my ability to vote for the people who are in charge. No, I like that too. You bootlickers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Can someone take the R scene from Clockwork and add Pepe beating off in the corner? Why? <laughs> Dude, so, um, you can if you'd like. Suppose, you know, creative freedom and all that. It seems like it's their vision. Uh, high weekend, fringy, metal, theologist, theologist, John, and moopy rag. And high rags. Ooh. Oh, hi. Hmm. Uh, Tolkien began to write a sequel to The Lord of the Rings called The New Shadow. There's a portion of it available to read. I didn't know that. Uh, one thing you can talk about with evil races is how they're portrayed in the world. Like, I find races that are evil to just just to be evil incredibly boring. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of me. They tend to be. I don't know that there would need to be anything more than that, depending on the context. Like, if yeah. someone said, the flood bore me, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess, um, the flood's a little more, well, yeah, but I guess with the flood, it's a little more complex, because they're not like a race, they're a parasite. But the and same like, could be said for a lot of different things, like Daleks, like Cybermen, uh, like the Borg, they're not necessarily, I, I guess, they're a result well, of Well, I guess things. it's just that, uh, like, you can't have a conversation with a flood, you can talk to the grave mind, but like a flood doesn't really have a perspective or anything. Like it's it's just part of a lot, right? So I guess yeah, basically like the Borg, right? I get you. Hmm. Well, the, they have the the little forms, and then they like infect people, and then yeah. there's like the flood corpses. Forms, yeah, yeah remember. Forms, um, like all I need to do is contrive it so that this is the history, but you never find that out, and so they're just attacking. And you're like, why are you doing this? And someone said, well, they're fucking evil. And it's like, that's boring. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, I mean, okay. Yeah, to the degree that, yeah, with the Flood just show up on a planet and start causing shenanigans, uh, yeah, it's uh, indistinguishable from evil. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's what we're getting at for a lot of that. It's like, you can't be portraying that. It's like, oh, shut up. Loads of different things portray it that way. There's no actual negative trait. You're just looking for things to complain about. Mm. And, uh, yeah, maybe if we had extra credits person on, we could, uh, go over in detail exactly what they meant. That wouldn't be <laughs> frustrating at all. Where's my fish? Huh. Um, they see orcs and see race. Sounds pretty racist. I mean... That seems to be, I think, the major takeaway from most people having seen this video. They're just like, Jesus. Yeah, like normal people who don't live in these lefty bubbles, they think it's insane that you would compare orcs or try to connect orcs to a real-life race. That's nuts. It doesn't mm -hmm. even, it isn't even something we even think about thinking about considering. 
I'd be curious um, if any of this would be happening if they were all pale orcs. I'm curious if that, that's how they draw the connection. But some of them are green. What do you, what do you get black and green from? Well, well, unless they pull it from me, who knows? Maybe maybe I implied orcs all <laughs> Oh along. my goodness, that's why you chose green, because uh, bringing I chose green, orc. well, it's funny, because just, I like the color green. I think it's a nifty color, but, you know, maybe, maybe there was something going on there. Subconsciously. Your barbarian been... orc brain loves the color green. <laughs> well, some is. orcs are green, but yeah, I guess, but I don't, like, a lot of orcs are, like, gray as well, and I feel like grey, at that point, it, it's hard to... And now we don't know if it's being yeah. racist toward white or black people. It's like, damn. The grey or... Yeah, I just, I don't know, alternate timeline. If they're all, they were all pale to begin with, would, would it then, would the conversation still exist? I don't know. Mm. It's really weird to associate, like, dark-skinned. It's like, automatically, well, you hate black people now. Or just because darkness and stuff is, like, often just associated with an antagonistic force. Well, it's just because nighttime, I think. I think that's Spooky. the simplest explanation for that. Nighttime is scary. Daytime is, is not so scary. Well, just being able to see stuff, and then we can yeah. understand it. The less we understand, the more afraid we might be. The unknown. That darkness, yeah. the unknown. Oh, dreams. Oh, I'm going to restart just because I missed that opening one, because I think this is actually cutting it close, these uh, these time trials. Mjolnir mm. or Stormbreaker? Mjolnir. Uh, I think Stormbreaker is cooler. I think, so, If I, I like Stormbreaker better. I like Mjolnir more. I like it seems more real, in a way. Oh, that's not for me. I just think an axe is more useful than a hammer. Seems more real. Mm. What do you mean? Yeah, I don't know what that means. I feel like it's it's more of a it it seems like it'd be more of a weapon that I could use effectively. Yeah, like got it's, more reach. Yeah, it's a I hammer on one side like, and a blade on the other. Yeah, yeah, I can get more oomph with it. It's got that longer shaft. I agree with that, but like Mjolnir's magical, so I don't really mind that much. And I can like, <laughs> fire lightning with it and shit. You can't and, and calling stab Darkseid with uh, Mjolnir though, you know. If I hit him really hard, his skull will crack. He'll be like, Ow. I guess. And yeah. if he's wearing armor, he's in more trouble if you've got Mjolnir than if you've got Stormbreaker. What do you have? What if you have to pound a nail in Fringy? I suppose I'd just get a regular hammer. <laughs> well, wait. What if you Stormbreaker? Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker can do that. Both could hammer that. They oh, both yeah. are hammers. Stormbreaker's got the other side. That's right. Yeah. How can, how is it that Thanos can pick up Stormbreaker? Is that That's, it was can, can Stormbreaker's not a worthy thing. So just a weapon. Oh. Okay. Um, I think that's what wait, I like wait. about Mjolnir too. Is that aspect? I like the idea that it like can't be picked up and you can use it in fun ways. That is neat. Like you just put it on someone. Man, Captain America should have just put uh, Mjolnir on uh, on Thanos when he got well, the chance to. You know when he puts it, he puts it on Loki, right? Is that Thor one? That's Thor one. Yes. Yeah, that should probably kill him. Um, what well, doesn't kill Loki? Yeah, it probably should, because you can't pick up Mjolnir, like, at all if you're unworthy, implying, like, it should just slam into the ground. Like, any element of you preventing it from hitting the ground implies you're lifting it in some way, shape, or form, right? Ah, right, so... Um, I don't know, I, I feel like Mjolnir, there is, there's an element of it, it... 
either semi-sentience where it can decide whether or not someone is worthy. I think so. Yeah. So it implies a sort of understanding of it, the scenario that it's in. Like Mjolnir would like, I'm not going to crush this guy, but I won't let him get up for you, Thor. Well, yeah, I like guess... it, it knows what Thor's intentions are with that. When yeah, Thor maybe does it, I, I could be pushed on that. I don't know. I, I guess. Uh, I guess. Well, the problem is, I feel like at that point, it's like so. If Molnir, like, it seems like Molnir just sits on whatever surface it's on, and then it's about lifting it up from there. Because if not, yeah. wouldn't it just fall to the ground every time? Like, if you. Put oh no! It on yeah, the floor, I'm okay with it sitting on surfaces because it seems to distinguish surfaces <laughs> from like people. Uh, yeah, I guess it's just the idea of being able to pick it up from, like, the handle or, or push it off, you know? Like, it's stationary once you've, like, go of it, in a certain sense. Well, it's funny because um, the end of Age of Ultron, they're like, you have to be worthy, but... Wait, but what if it's in an elevator? Is the elevator worthy? They're just joking around with it, uh... And I guess, uh, in Thor Ragnarok, he puts, he puts Molnir in that dragon's mouth and just drops it to the ground and it can't move. Mm -hmm. That was really funny. Oh, that that opening shot for Ragnarok is so awesome with the dragon. I wouldn't so mind rewatching cool. that. I probably should have jumped in on you on that well, one. Well, yeah, yeah, missed out. Well, me and Rags can ghost. watch it. <laughs> we, can, we can have a jolly gay old time, isn't that right, Rags? Indeedy do. Uh, yeah, this weapon wouldn't be that useful unless you were trying to kill three vampires that were huddled <laughs> together. <laughs> Uh, I would throw my hammer would pull me off. Oh my god, your hammer would pull you, pull you off! No, I'd, I'd, I'd send it flying and it would, and it would take me away. Feels, it sounds like you had a very special relationship with this hammer and that losing it was akin to losing a loved one. <laughs> Korg and Meek. So funny. I want him. Life. I want that. I want the, yeah, I want I that. want the Korg and Meek movie where it's just them going on adventures together. Yeah. Keep missing out by like one and a half seconds. Sad face. Um, about the, the boring thing, especially when you can play them as characters because you either have to play evil or they aren't all evil, but everyone should decide themselves how to portray evil characters and races. Well, I'm happy that that's how you sort of ended it with that. Like, that, that we should probably just let them create their universes. We can criticize them in terms of like consistency for sure, but if they just say this is this and this is what they are, we'd be like, well. But, um,. Lord of the Rings, when you play as like the bad guys, there's no, I don't. If you're like, why am I attacking Aragorn? I don't wish to. I need to know my motivations. I don't know that people are really that concerned about that. Um, you're just like, I'm playing the bad guys, woo. And I, I feel like as we went over, there's just a context and time for these things, um, depending on what story you're telling. Mm-hmm. Even Lord of the Rings addresses the idea of orcs being pure evil. They are described as twisted slaves, and Elrond himself says nothing is evil in the beginning, not even Sauron. Lord of the Rings racist argument is dumb. Um, again, I would have to try and rewatch and really listen out for like those specific references, but uh, presumably if there were a lot of nuance to orcs, uh, we don't have the time to be discussing that during the events of Lord of the Rings where the world is about to be destroyed. Yeah. Especially if they're attacking our heroes, which was the context, and so I get frustrated with the idea of like, hey, should we though? Because these guys seem kind of like they could be good. Oh. I'm a bit jumping the gun here, but I just saw a super chat that said Molnir refuses to be moved by unworthy people. Maybe that's an easier way to interpret it. It's not about lifting; it's about just being able to move it from where it is. That's so like yeah, if that you, could be if, it. Yeah. If the hammer's put on you, you can't move the hammer, which is what keeps you stuck, as opposed to it like crushing your ribs and everything. 
Yeah, there might you can. There's probably wiggle room to to justify. Cause I remember when I first saw it, I was just like, oh damn, it wouldn't just go through him because wouldn't that technically, like, could Loki's chest count as like a form of a hand pu pushing it up and thus wouldn't mm. be worthy? You know, just. Well, yeah, because Loki has no mm. control over it. It, uh, it, it no, it's not in any way I mean, bending his will. Loki wants to move it, but he can't. If we're saying that the hammer itself can sort of like alter its ideas in terms of like it's, it's aware of its surrounding and it can sort of decide things, I'm mostly chill with it. I just I always saw it as just yeah, a very strict like that's... rule. Um, because um, why wouldn't it go through like a, a table or something? Well, at that point, you know, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, because if you drop like... it, it goes down, and it knows to stop at the ground. Um, just, it, yeah, I feel like giving it that sort of ambiguous. Well, you like if you're saying if, if it can tell the difference between a table and a person grabbing it, then it must have some form of a awareness. Yeah, like it, because remember when um when Odin spoke as his spell into it, you know. Mm -hmm. That was maybe that's like it, it's a it's a very watered down and uh, like a pseudo version of Odin's will in that somehow. Yeah, I Hard presume it's say, a magic thing, not like maybe. a property of the metal yeah. or anything. Um, Either that or like a magic spell, and yeah. like there's some yeah. like being in the ether that controls the magic broadly, and therefore the hammer. Speaking of Instead Odin's... of the hammer having little eyes, where it's just like, Hey, how you doing? I'm Mjolnir. <laughs> Nobody's picking me up. You know, Thor, I really like you, buddy. Hope I don't get destroyed <laughs> someday. That'd be sad. Uh, but yeah, speaking of Odin's magic, it was, it was someone who was like frustrated Metal's stream the other day. It was like, how come you guys rip into, you know, Endgame and Snyder cut and stuff, but you want to rip into Avengers, and it's like filled with issues. It's like, no, right. it's not. Like, like, give, give me one. One of the ones they said was like, um, in Thor one, Bifrost is destroyed. And in Avengers, Thor just shows up. They never address this. It's not even possible. And then, oh, suddenly the Bifrost is repaired in Thor two. Makes no sense at all. And like, I hadn't seen Avengers. This was before I was checking out with you, uh, Fringin. Even then, I only saw like half of it. Um, I was like. Doesn't Loki say, like, how much dark magic did Father have to summon to bring you here? Or something like that? Because it's not... I think he does, in the scene where they're talking to each other. Because, yeah, the Bifrost is um, destroyed. And, at the end of Avengers, they use the Space Stone to get back to Asgard. Yep. Uh, or the Tesseract, so... I think it's safe to assume that they found a way to get him there. Um, and, I mean, in the in the Dark World, he says, like... I, you know, the Bifrost was destroyed. Like, the only reason I was able to get to Earth or something was such and such to deal with Loki, I think. Yeah, apparently that is exactly what he said, so... Yeah, I think you guys find that if you watch Avengers, it's really sound. Like, that's a good movie. Yeah. Like, sounder than all, all the of the ones. other Avengers movies, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's not even really close. Like, I really like Infinity War, but Infinity War's got a decent chunk of problems. Yeah, and, um, um, and of course, Age of Ultron and Endgame are not even like. Avengers gets shot on a lot for being like, uh, it's the the generic -y one, it's the simplistic one. The story beats are very obvious, and a lot of the character arcs are very. There's nothing wrong with that though. And then it's, it's very it's flat. Yeah, that can be a. That's a good thing sometimes. Yeah. Fuck me, man. I, I'm really I'm tired of everybody trying to build on stuff in different wacky ways. This is like, hey, how about you just tell a normal well, story for once? Can we just get that? I mean, yeah. Avengers. Avengers 1 is very much just the, the standard three-act story, which, um, you know, it, it works. reason it works. Yeah. Your peaks and your lows and your climaxes and your, your uh, darkest hour. 
I don't, oh, that's Globex. Isn't that, um, that's uh, Hank Scorpio's company, yeah. right? It is. Hank indeed. Scorpio has to be one of the funniest side characters in like anything ever. Oh, he's, he was just beloved too. Everyone just like really likes it. He's, he's what? probably a great example of just being, you know, a villain, but so charming that you just like enjoy him. He's so him. nice to Homo. He cares about his employees. <laughs> it's really. I, did you know that apparently Hank Scorpio was originally going to be the villain in uh in the Simpsons movie, but Hank's he was too likable. Makes sense. Yeah. God, there's so many funny jokes with him. Hey Homer, if if you want to kill somebody on your way out, that would really help me a lot. <laughs> when, he, when he gives him down with his... sugar from his pockets, what? he goes, "Want some cream?" <laughs> and, uh... Yeah. And the Homer's reaction uh, is good... no. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Bonds, and then like he, he escapes. Stop him! He's supposed to die. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh like world leaders. This is Scorpio. I have the doomsday device. <laughs> like, you know, wire something like ten million dollars to me in the next hour or some blows up the bridge. It's like, oh my god, he just blew up the Manhattan Bridge. It's like maybe it fell down on its own. It's like we can't, we can't take, take that, that chance. chance. <laughs> you always say that. I want to take a chance. Fell down on it, so you, yeah, forty-eight hours. Hype <laughs> <laughs> Scorpio. Well, so that episode is like Austin Powers, like a lot of it. Yeah, just good shit. Fun to make fun of it. And at this point, it would genuinely be refreshing to have that kind of villain in a movie. Yeah. Who's like just comically evil, but he cares about his employees. Yeah, I feel like it would be way more endearing too than fucking anything we get these days. Well. I mean, honestly, I feel like that's one of the easiest ways to to make a villain somewhat like either likable or sympathetic is just have it so that they actually do care about the people who work underneath them. It's one of the reasons why Darkseid sucks so much ass <laughs> is because he clearly doesn't care about any of the people beneath him. Um, he's characterized by wanting to remove the free will from everyone, so yeah, I guess he doesn't yeah. give a fuck about anybody other than himself. It's like cool. And I mean, one of the things that helps Thanos is he loves Gamora, or at least he believes that he does, even if it's a really warped perception of love, like, he still cares about her, clearly. I mean, he Even canonically Nebula. does love her. Yeah, yeah. He, he does. does. Yeah, well, because the sacrifice that was, worked, he got the soul stone. Um, yeah. EFAP number two, I want to say. Uh, or three, where we covered a video that said um, it is fucked up that the universe confirms that he loved her. Well, it, all that matters is whether he thinks I remember he that does. video. Well, that was the guy who wrote uh, uh, yes, it is. Space um, Marines, Colonial Marines, yeah. And we had to basically talk Aliens about how Colonial love Marines. is complicated. It's not always flowers, rainbows, and balloons, okay? The big ol' subject. Like the mayor from Buffy, affably evil. Yeah, the mayor's a really good example. Oh, the, you know what? Yeah, that kind of captures <laughs> what I was going for, because even he... Do you remember when his subordinate dies and he's, like, furious? Yeah, that's I right. I assume that Ma is dead yes. then, and this day has taken a terrible Yeah, that, I think that was really helpful. Uh, he, he cares about even his own, like, squad. Um, I think it just goes a long way. Uh, I don't think he cares much about, like, the yeah, Chitara or any of these people, but... And uh, don't mistake us for saying, like, all of them have to have this. It's obviously a specific kind of villainous character, but I just... It, it, it's just almost a cheat code if you're struggling in that regard. And it, yeah. And it's not even, like... Uh, an, an aspect of goodness there's there's the just this utilitarian obviousness that comes with if you treat the mm -hmm. people who work for you like shit and awful and like they have no value that will be counterproductive to you 
well, let's put it this way. One of the worst villain tropes is when they kill their own people. <laughs> yeah, it's just really randomly. Annoying. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's just like, oh, super, sure. I, I'm pretty sure that, uh, <laughs> I, I think it was Infinite Warfare, that Call of Duty game where, like, Kit Harrington, he's like, ah, you see, your weakness is that you care about each other. And then he kills one of his own dudes <laughs> in front of him. <laughs> yeah. Like, the other care about my men. That's why I'm better than you. And, and I'm just there, like, uh, the other guy who's with him, I would have blown his head off right then and there. I can't absolutely. trust this dude. People keep yeah, absolutely. doing that in media, and it's yeah. so cringe every time. <laughs> Just How do you maintain it. social cohesion? And, like, it's, it's you know, one of the biggest things in, like, an army is morale, making sure that everybody's happy and believes in the cause. You're going to have a really hard time doing that if at any point in time the leader would blow your face off. Just to prove and nobody would care, yeah. Well, I think my favorite thing is he's proving a point to somebody he kills a minute later. Like, what do you care about the point you proved to him? He doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Such a dumb, stupid trope. Is it Evil Geniuses has it as objectives for money, the, fil the, the game that's like parodying being a villain. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a supervillain introduction scene where, like, he just shoots an army of his own guys. <laughs> I was like, thinking, wow, that, that guy's bad. I was thinking you have like maybe twenty people in like a you know a room with computers and all kinds of things going on that are villainous, and then they have it in their head like to prove a point. They execute one of the people in front of everybody, and they all just scream and start running, and everyone trying to escape pulling fire alarms. And you're like, no, it's no, 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 uh, wait, no. This is having the opposite effect that I thought. Wait, he killed Jim. I can't fucking believe it. Oh my people God. are mentioning uh, Vader. The thing that works with Vader is one: the the reason why he's killing people is is it's like to instill fear within the ranks of like you need to like comply with my demands and you need to perform. You like have to perform, otherwise you might get killed. Yeah, so yeah it's, he gets it's more the only the component here that he's he's executing. He gives people failures. more than one chance to. Yeah, they failed as opposed to you've done your job perfectly fine, but I want to make <laughs> I'm just going to kill you anyway. Yeah. Kill, so I'll, I'll shoot you. Yeah. Like, it works way better with Vader. And remember, the the tasks they're failing are supposed to be, like, these incredible... Like, the first one is don't Whoa. come out of hyperspace too close to Hoth, and he did. The second one is don't lose the Millennium Falcon when it's right in front of us, and he does. These are things that are, like... It's, it's just, like, hold this pen, and then they don't. He's like, fucking hell. Like, I can't put up with this. <laughs> well, and, and I think that's the thing that helps as well, is he's not just killing random foot soldiers, like, he's killing officers who have, like, a much more of a responsibility to get things right. Like, they're more, you know, they're more, uh, accountable, in a certain sense. Yeah. Like, they yeah, ought to be more yeah, accountable. Of, uh, yeah. yeah. And again, they are significant mistakes, because the Hoth one, they could have destroyed the, uh, the rebels there. And... A lot of the villains we were talking about just now, like the underground sort of struggly ones that are trying to subvert society in some way, this is the Empire, they have full control, so if you, like, if you are like, oh, you know what, I, I don't believe in this cause anymore, it's like, it's the status quo, like, you, this is the society. Yeah, like, um, though, you know, you, you could still make the argument it's like Vader, but be careful, you might, you know, swell the ranks of, of rebellious tendencies or whatever. Potentially. But, um, but, but I think uh, I a part of it is that he's frustrated too. Yeah. Um, Vader's annoyed because all of this is in aid of him getting to his son. So, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot going on there that's more than just, lol, I killed a, one of my soldiers because I'm evil. 
And like, I actually do blame Star Wars for fucking making every villain do that in every movie ever, because they saw Vader doing it, and they were like, oh yeah, you gotta do that. That's that's it's a... not even Star Wars' fault, though. Something no, of course. Yeah. It's it's just a general trope, but I think Star Wars would have helped, because Vader killing yeah. his own men was like incredibly impactful. It's just like, holy shit. This guy means business. But now everybody does it. Like, uh... It's so dumb. How do you, how do you keep people loyal to you if you're just gonna kill them for no reason? Especially if you've yeah. like, got a finite source of men. Yeah. And that's my evil plan. Any questions? <laughs> One guy puts his hand up. Oh, dude, when yeah. Kylo did it. questions? He's got a board of people who are there to ask fucking questions, presumably. <laughs> One of them asked the most reasonable question ever, and he kills them. <laughs> why? What? <laughs> it feels like parody. I feel like, why are we here, sir, in this room? <laughs> Like, what You're do here we do? to agree with me. I'm like, oh. You're here to listen to me talk to you. Like, alright. Target practice. I can't, like, it's so inept, the writing in that scene. That guy is, like, just asked the most reasonable question ever. It's like, what does the Emperor want from you? Fucking die. You're like, oh, okay. You might have been, like, the most level-headed person on the team. <laughs> For all we know. <laughs> can't have intelligence in the First Order. That ruins everything. Uh, Oded equals not racist, but they have a video to make. Co I, as far as I, I can tell, coded goes both ways, but I, I could be wrong on that. I'd have to look into maybe even Urban Dictionary, because I don't even know how much it's used, like the using it for the original definition, assuming there is one. I have not looked into the etymology of coded. Coded. Yeah. Um, also, stop the whole orcs represent black people BS, please. Doesn't any one of those people realize how racist that sounds? That's that's the big thing. No, they don't. Actually, you're the racist. Racist everywhere, I don't know what we're gonna do. Man, look at this sick parkour in Simpsons hit and run. From Marge as well. Years. Look at the way she runs. Is that, like, canonical? Yeah. Does she do that in the, in the show? No. A zombie. I don't think so. <laughs> She's running like uh, they do in, in, um, in Scooby-Doo, with the arm ahead. Why aren't you swinging your arms? you got to swing your arms if you want to run properly, all right, Marge? <laughs> She's well, running like Maggie's about to fall out a window or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, and it's funny because every time you swing on her arms, like, come down and up again. It's really awkward. It's just, it is really odd running animation, though. Uh... I'm, I'm trying to think of, as someone who's fucking Simpsons Encyclopedia sometimes, I'm like, wh why does she run like that? Mm. I'm not sure. Because Homer runs like a normal person. I'm pretty sure they all do. Yeah. Uh, they see orcs and see race. Sounds pretty racist. Agreed. Reverse Naruto run. Yeah, kind of. My D D party: a corrupt priest, an ex-con, a war criminal, a lady addicted to fetus deletus, a guy too stupid to realize he is a mass murderer, and a mad scientist. Everyone is having a great time. I completely understand that. However, what you should have done is sat them all down and said, "Look, you're doing problematic because you're choosing to play as things that aren't very good in real life. Because fantasy is not a real thing, as in you can't fantasize about anything." That could be dangerous. This is a really cool world we're building with the uh, with these rules. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, EFAP is very pro-minorities. Just look at the, the reoccurring characters. Fringy's black, Rags is bi, Jay's transgendered, and Mauler, who's the rarest and most bizarre minority of them all, a grown-up that doesn't know how to drive. Exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> do you, so, did you ever do, like, driving lessons, or have you just never it, done any driving It was, it was always, the, I just never needed it. The, the place I live in, like, everything is within, like, at most a half-hour walk, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, t I, no, I totally understand it. I guess I was just curious as to ever, if you've ever, uh, like, driven a car, whether or not you've, you know, gotten a license or anything. I have not. You actually don't need a license if you play Simpsons Hit and Run. Yeah. That's true. This is why he plays it so much, because deep down, <laughs> he really, really wants to learn how to drive, so Simpsons Hit and Run is his pathway to learning how to drive. Oh my god. Is her run in the Quickie Mart more or less embarrassing? Let's see. Like, oh, oof. Oh, oh and they have the silent alarm thing as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's activate the silent alarm. <laughs> Such a good joke. Behold Frostilicus. I remember which of these. That was such be. a good joke, man. <laughs> um, oh, and the frost, frost one, yeah. I know a lot of these anti-orc types would be fine with the flood. Orcs have human characteristics. Is that well? This is the thing. There's so many categories and tiers. Um, I wouldn't want to catch up in any of the more discussions we already had hours ago. But uh, yeah. Maybe. It was good that they did it in eight minutes, so that we fully understood. That's probably generous, actually. It was more like six minutes, but... So they did the conversation the justice it deserves. Yeah. Being none of it. Uh, there is a video of kids asked about sharing, and during the video, the kids were more willing to share other candy than their own. Oh, yeah. Um... It's easier to give away other people's stuff. I was going to say, that that just seems, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Why would you need to do a study to figure that out? Or an experiment? Like, what are you more likely to do? Share everything that you have, or share out everything that is over there that isn't yours? And you're like, yeah, the second one sounds easy, because it's not mine. <laughs> Kenny Nero! <laughs> Kenny Nero's a good car. Like all the grocery bags in the back as well. Wasn't one of the, the ad for the Canyonero just running over a bunch of deer? I can't remember, maybe. <laughs> it was. And there's apparently 65 tons as well. That's how much it weighs. Uh, rags? Lucifer? Pretty sure the whole fall of Lucifer is in the Bible, even if most of Paradise Lost is not. Okay. I don't remember if that's contradicting something you said. that would... Yeah, it isn't, but yeah. Um it's racist to depict orcs as evil, so I'm replacing them as the main antagonist in my campaign with dark elves. Oh no. Oh no. That's probably worse. Hello all, more importantly, hi rags. Hi. All the pause for response. I already did that. I won't be able to stay um doing armytisms. Rags, let's go on a date maybe. Oh, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I it's possible. I don't date orcs, though. <gasps> Read the Stormlight Archive. It has a different race that's not just evil or have justifiable reasons for their actions. I think I have the audiobook for the first one, but I, um... 
I need to. I think I was listening to it, but that was a while ago, so I've probably forgotten everything that was in it. That doesn't even make um, sense. How do you archive light? Dumb. I hate it. Good yeah, note. I'm not sure Don't how long the storm. Well, I mean, I guess. What? Wait. What? You archive light by with solar panels, or I guess that's archiving electricity generated by light. Yeah, idiot. What? Oh yeah. Think idiot. before you speak, Frank. Jeez. Alright, jeez, calm down. <laughs> uh, why do you get like this when you're playing hit and run? Look, it's just, I just, just my, 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 I'm, I'm seeing red. I'm just running over Millhouse and it's just doing things to me. <laughs> um, Springy, uh, I am, th I'm on three poorly dealt with Tony's PTSD, but Endgame added that his arc reactor inexplicably failed, making his near-death experience repeat minutes later. Oh, well, because uh, Ant-Man deactivates his arc reactor to give him a uh, a bit of a heart attack. Oh, you're right, yeah. I wonder if that would have had any impact on Tony at that point in time. God, I, I hate that bit. Percent. I remember being so frustrated watching it. I was like, no. I think no. my favorite part was how instead of Tony just shutting the fuck up, he says, hey, this guy needs some help drawing attention to him. Someone might be like, man, you sound oddly like the person having a heart attack right here. Well, I'll just go for saying, wow, you sound like you're trying to distract people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just the fact that they, they screw up their plan because Hulk busts out of the door and knocks him away, and nobody's uh, looking at Loki so that he can steal the Tesseract. It's... it's butt garbage. There, I see. I see, see you're arguing <laughs> with chat there. <laughs> what are you arguing about? I've just, just been looking over... Every now and then, they're still talking about fascism and communism and stuff. I saw the term cultural <laughs> this... Marxism crop up, and uh, not big on that phrase. I don't know what the yeah, hell. I don't think means. I'm big on that one either. <laughs> I still don't understand. Just what, what a cultural Marxist I'm almost, would say. I'd say I'm fairly confident that it doesn't mean anything. Oh, That's what? A... Like it contradicts itself, or it's just that it's it's almost like. That there's no actual content to the expression, that it just represents things being done by the people I don't like. Um, <laughs> I get mixed up sometimes. Is it the same thing as when they say it's postmodernist to, like, make everything meaningless? Oh. I don't um, remember. I, I think... It's a little hard to keep track of it sometimes, okay? A lot of labels for things. In essence, I think so. There's, like, no structure to anything. I feel like these labels are not helpful when it comes to just politics in general. It's well, almost like as soon as the label gets applied, we're just painting everything with, you know, like they said in that, well, not like they said in that extra credits video, but painting things with a broad brush. I was going to say, the, really the reason hard. I got put off on these things is because they got applied to things that I think are really well written. I was like, okay, I just don't understand this anymore. Like, I'm yeah. getting lost. Um... Can't help but notice that Anita has been silent about all the boob armor in Snyder Cut. I would hate for her people to think her standards are inconsistent. I mean, she didn't. I, I always forget that she's around. I still forget. There's not <laughs> really. Yeah, like what? I don't know that there there was boob armor in Wonder Woman, surely. So that was made by women. Well, I'm actually pretty sure that Anita Sarkeesian did comment on the fact. I'm pretty sure she was the one who. Somebody circulated the image of how in the Wonder Woman movie the Amazons are wearing armor that covers their tummy as well, but that in Justice League, 
they're wearing boob plates and like pants and there's the gap you know so like their armor is uh is <laughs> actually mid-drift. more sexy yeah the, yeah exactly she might have been the one to do that so maybe she isn't being silent well, on that yeah and, and it was like it was one of the things that gets sold as along the line of like why joss whedon's a super pivot is stuff like that but it was in the snyder cut so theoretically that was just the base footage it wasn't joss's decision necessarily well it wasn't joss's fault yeah because he didn't come up with it um but at the same time the the you know like the the person falls on boobs joke in age of ultron <laughs> and uh, justice justice league is enough to sort of be like you see yeah he's disgusting there's like Alright. <laughs> hey, calm down. That's mm. such a, like, 90s gag. Yeah, it's I like, know. <laughs> and you know what? Flash is coded as gay, so that's why it's funny, because he doesn't even like boob. Oh, right. I, I'm, I'm literally just making that up, but that's probably something someone oh, said at some are? point. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess he isn't coded as gay because of the Iris scene, right? Everyone calls her Iris, even though... That's not in the movie, just because I think everyone knows what she's... I don't know if that's in... Maybe the credits. Wait. What do you... Wh- who? The the girl he saves in... Oh, that's... Like, yeah, that's Iris West. They don't mention the name, but it's... it's Yeah, it's her. Broking her because they're gonna fall in love eventually. <laughs> it's like, yeah, whenever no. the, the Flash movie comes out that has like 10 billion characters from all the multiverses is to reset the DTE. <laughs> Every movie but, needs to be prepared to launch a universe. That's how it works. Well, I mean, this... <laughs> yeah. I feel like that movie can't, that movie's probably gonna be a disaster because it's gonna have like time travel and multiple universes and like... Yeah. But even though I'm kind of happy that they're just totally moving on from uh, from uh, the Snyderverse, I really don't want them to keep doing that. What an injustice. Anymore. What an injustice, indeed. Uh, RPG guidebooks usually don't even paint all of a race as good or evil, just gives the general tendency of the race and how the rest of the races view them. Um, I mean, you could argue that that's just really remaining. You wouldn't want to push a player in any particular direction. Instead, just describing the state of the world. Um, but if you were like, these guys... You know, like, when the title called Crawl describes um, the Trade Federation as greedy? Like, dude, if the title Crawl is yeah. calling you greedy, holy shit. <laughs> you must yeah, be pretty greedy. You rethink your life. Like, maybe you have a problem if even the title Crawl... <laughs> I'm <laughs> supposed to be chill, and he's saying you're greedy. Fuck. Gonna be a police outfit. Um. Salutations, valiant mutually. Any chance the Bly Manor mini is coming out anytime soon, or are you guys gonna wait until next spooky season? Uh, no ETA on that one, but um, definite interest in in getting it created. It's just that it takes a long time, and um. I think that uh, it's funny with the Snyder Cut video coming out, everyone was like, Jesus Christ, where have you been for eight months? It's like, oh, I was like doing loads <laughs> of things, but I guess, okay. It's, uh, it's a bit awkward spending time on um, making like that black, because this is the thing, I want to I wanna edit that, because I think Blind Man is phenomenal. Um, so there will be other EFAP stuff coming out that's not edited by me, but if I was to choose to do that, we get lots of EFAP content, but it would delay um, whatever my main project is. So I will uh, chip away at it probably at some point, but yeah, no no ETA as of yet. 
Um, I think why pit bulls are such a touchy topic is that all the pit bulls that have been killed on the mere on mere suspicion. I wouldn't know anything about that. Um, we can more from one to ten. How many UBs I used to have? How deep are you into the VTuber rabbit hole? Also, for some reason, YouTube won't let me use the word UBs. I have no idea what any of that means. I'm sure he's like a nine. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty into it, you know? It's, he's a connoisseur, if you will. Um, I'm prepared on, to, to speak on his behalf on this matter. Absolutely. A, a lot about, a great deal about. I'm an expert. IMO, evil requires will and agency. Orcs are only evil in Lord of the Rings from the perspective of the Fellowship. Any ideas of evil only exist from the human perspective because the orcs just see humans as weak. Um, again, it's just how you're applying the word, and then uh, for the sake of, for example, when they're attacking Helm's Deep, it's like, are they good or evil? Are they against us or for us? The important part is they're trying to kill us, guys. <laughs> and if someone's like, I need to know why, though, otherwise they're just evil. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that can happen sometimes. You just don't know the, the complex motivation of why they're doing what they're doing. But, uh, Lord of the Rings really doesn't go that much into it in the movies. What, what the orcs are and why they're doing what they're doing. Lots to infer. A narrative. Mm-hmm. It turns out they, they, might, they should have explained it because people decade later were going to be very upset about it. Two decades later. Almost. Apparently so. Lord of the Rings is long enough, you know? We don't need to <laughs> fucking go into the orcs. No, I just need that one scene. Dedicate a few more hours to that. Gandalf, why are they doing this? The orcs. Why? And Gandalf's like, the dicks. Why do they hate? <laughs> they they really like power. Their entire fucking genealogy and history. If it added something to the broader story about the ring, sure, but it doesn't, so... I always just took it as the power of the ring and Sauron. It took their, their, mm. their presumed uh, potential will, but they're probably at a baseline, a, a species that more would line up with him, similar to probably the Easterlings. They probably like, you know what, this Sauron guy, he, I, I, I get it. I'm on board. Their society and how it operates more malicious and so on and so forth. Again, he's pretty tempting. Even Saruman was like, you know what, I think, I think I'm gonna throw my lawn in with this guy. Mm. Gandalf was like, hey bro, don't do that. I, I am against that idea. Wasn't even enough Saruman to swim. Spam him around on the floor a bit. Yeah, and who wants that really? Nobody. Yeah. Um, in a setting, consider just the fact that the orcs were known to be created by Groom Groomsh. Supposed to be Groomash, Groomash, Groomsh, and his clerics. And teachings were common. Uh, no bioessentialism would be required for that alone to create a trend. Well, that's kind of what I was getting at with, like, we don't even know, but it's like, if you don't know, then that makes it so that you would assume bioessentialism, and it's like, oh, why would you be so uncharitable instead of assuming that they're a faction, they have their reasons, and we're not going to know what they are? It's always possible. D&D 3.5 Glossary for Alignment. Often, the creatures tend towards the given alignment, either by nature or nurture, but not strongly. A plurality of individuals have given uh, have the given alignment, but exceptions are common. 
I'm, I'm not sure entirely on. Uh, is that on orcs or is that just talking everything? about generalities? That's here. on the way races tend in terms of factions in D and D universes in general. Mm -hmm. Well, this is the guideline that the books give you. Sure, you're familiar with the alignment table. The problematic good through the chaotic evil. Yeah, it's just the problematic table. What is chaotic evil, yeah. Theo? Hmm. Uh, depends who you ask, because the alignment system's kind of bunk in general. <laughs> oh. Why must you hate? Because I am. I hate because I am. Yeah. Now we're getting philosophical. Philosophical. Yeah. Fun fact, Walt Disney wasn't actually anti-Semitic. That was a lie created by communists because Disney was outspoken against communism. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna I, press X. I, man, like, I, <laughs> uh, hold on. Wow, don't hold on, I'm just gonna... <laughs> 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 um, I just, like, I'm not sure that I... <laughs> yeah. Aiden Paladin should have been brought on for this video. Um, I think she's probably gonna do a whole video for it, I imagine. And, uh, yeah, we're already stacked up. Um, what was that? Seven people at one point? Crazy. Uh, if extra credits had their way, all TTRPG races slash classes would be identical. There would be no bonuses nor de deficits. Deficits. Is that what it's, is? That the word for that? Deficit. Deficits. Deficits. Right. Uh, every character would be the same. Sounds fun. Yeah. I, I don't understand what they me. think they're actually advocating for. I suppose they would say that the only trait changes should be physical. There's like still meaningful stuff to do, guys, just not characteristics, mm. not personality. Mm, okay. I don't want to live in your world, extra credits. Yeah. Sounds shit. Sounds like a boring one. Mm hmm. Uh, oh, I'm just not allowed to think anything. Heil rags. Heil. Mm hmm. Mammals have... But I speak very matter-of-factly, so that means I'm right. Oh, God. Uh, mammals have parental protective instincts. Reptiles do not. Female dogs rip open the sacks the puppies are born in so they can breathe with no training. That's interesting. That's nice. Yeah, it makes you wonder how much is, like, um, embedded, like, knowledge into their heads from, I guess, instinct would be the word for that. Hmm. Yeah, I'd say it's instinctive. Um, what games do these people play? Orcs are playable characters in D&D, Warhammer, and WoW. Being black if is all sorry. Being black if always found this argument strange and frustrating, insulting even. I, I fucking would be. Can you stop? Orcs yeah, were this. Like that's fucked up. Yeah, like I saw orcs the same way everyone did, and now you're like, hey, everybody, they're black people. <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> They're elderly black women sipping coffee. <laughs> you see this grog? It's just like coffee. You see the difference between these two pictures? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't tell one from the other. Oh, I just no. see two orcs. I see two elderly I black women. I like how women. you said there, I see two orcs instead of I see two black people. <laughs> <laughs> um... If they have this much trouble with normal games, nobody tell them about Fatal, the greatest tabletop game ever made. Oh, what that game is? Or what it it's entails? It's a big shit post. Don't, don't look into it. 
Wizards of the Coast, the D&D company, has opted for optional rules to eliminate race stat bonuses for D&D because it's insensitive. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's Tasha's Cauldron, and I actually don't care. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, thank goodness it's optional, I suppose. It's an optional rule so that you can actually play certain race class combinations without being horribly inefficient. Uh, what is the point of even having fantasy races if you can't make them different from humans? Race shouldn't even be the word, it should be species. Yeah, again, we went over this, like, colloquially, that's just how it's used. Um, yeah. Pathfinder 2nd Edition, his, it calls them ancestries? Hmm. Oh no, Grandpa Simpson just said Nazi. I think we're onto something here. We should all be human, only mankind, across the whole galaxy, worshipping the same perfect emperor of mankind. Hey, that sounds like Darkseid. Thoughts on doing that's the blade? Not. What? No, nothing. Replace humans with parademons, and that's what Darkseid wants. Uh, thoughts on doing the Blade trilogy for EFAP movies? I think we would very much be on board with that. Who knows what'll happen next? Since you mentioned it once, I'll say my personal hot take. In Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Bucky... Sorry, the Winter Bucky. Um, Zemo is the good guy, with Bucky kinda neutral. Uh, I don't know enough about what Zemo's really doing yet to really call it. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the others, uh, it's it's tough to like genuinely. Whenever I think about the show, my brain slows down. It's just like eh. yeah, it's like slow sludge. The show. <sighs> oh, when they were that was when it was when they were assaulting the base or whatever, and they were like fucking like doing the back and forth. Like he, you know, don't go right in, Winter Soldiers. Like, we got to make sure there's more than one person. He's like, there's just one person. Then he goes, see, look, there's more than one. It's like, oh, you got me. There's more than one. It's like, what the fuck is this? Both it feels like it's trying too hard to do the mismatched pair of cops. Kind it shouldn't of be this hard because they both got very strong personalities. And uh, I wish, I wish Bucky was more. I don't want to say he's out of character, but I just, I don't, I'm not feeling the same Bucky. He's so lame. He seems so lame. Yeah. Like Winter Soldier Civil War Bucky is so much cooler. Um, I don't know what it is about the TV show one. He's a little weirder. I think they they just they're not getting the balance very well, but yeah, it felt very sludgy at that point. It was like, uh... here comes the court mandated action scene. <laughs> um, I gotta go soon. Have a great day, beautiful masses and chat. I'm pretty sure they talk about 40k in this video, so 40k chat, get ready to rip and tear. That's the thing. If we had like a full, they do a little bit, yeah. I imagine a 40k expert panel probably would have been able to. Spent a while on that part of the video. Out of pure frustration. Um, it was a very scientific study done about the objective connection between TLJ critics and the alt-right. You were listed five times on the same list, Mauler. They are now objectively... Objectively five, Mauler? Um, last thing. I added to this pipeline, apparently, that led people to the alt-right. Um... And if this theoretical pipeline goes from every single strand of, like, political beliefs in any way, shape, or form, or values, then surely everybody is a is a gateway in this pipeline to the next one? Literally, like, every commentator ever will be in this pipeline? But, um... That's so ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you don't like this movie, you're a nazi. 
like, what if someone watches H Bomber Guy and reloves it, and then sees my response to him and goes, you know what, I actually prefer this guy, and then they keep watching my stuff, and then they eventually find someone else, and they move and move and move and move, it's like, oh my god, H Bomber Guy, you led to the fucking alt-right pipeline. What are you doing? I can't believe it. It's his fault. Mm-hmm. Gotta stop him. Gotta stop him from reviewing Star Wars movies. That was the big... Ugh. Oh. Should've known. Um... Lex Luthor, the Maulers are coming, the Maulers are coming. Uh, I'm a little confused on that one. Why would Lex be saying this? Did Lex come up at all in this? I'm afraid we're, we're gonna be on lower brain power at this point, because we have just crossed eight hours, you know? Yeah. I think Lex was in it. I don't remember anyone talking. Whenever someone does a super chat I don't understand, I'm like, chat, help me out. <laughs> What's happening? What's the context? <laughs> Too busy still talking about the <laughs> Hope you have fun with that. I am just playing Simpsons and Run collecting cans. I'm just watching. Uh, I used to love the idea of good orcs, now I refuse to even consider it. Always chaotic evil, baby. They were born to go to the abyss. What's the abyss? Is that a thing in like Warhammer or, or, or World of Warcraft? Is that like an actual place or are you just saying like a general abyss? It just means the general. I don't know. Abyss. I don't know. Yeah, just. Oh yeah, I wouldn't mind going to the abyss. A bit, just a, yeah, not great place in general. <laughs> I yeah. Pic I picture it would just be a really empty, you know, but at the same time, kind of scary. Uh, all elves good? How do they explain drow? To be honest, I don't know what that is. That'll be drow. Those are evil, dark-skinned elves that live underground and stuff. Oh no! Oh, are they the ones in um in the time machine? Or is that something else? Uh, I'm the HG Wells. Sorry, I forget what the bad guys in that are called. They're probably not the um, same thing. Oh, it, just, it just made me think of them. Help. Also makes me think of Jeremy Irons because he was the leader of them, the movie version. I always thought that orcs took inspiration from German slash goth culture with the barbarian and industrial history. Where did the black thing come from? <laughs> Modern readings People on stuff. And not understanding the industrialization allegory that's clear all over the fucking books. Oh, Morlocks. They were they were the what was in that. Too too right, chat. Too right. Uh, the problem with this recent push to eliminate always chaotic evil is that many who would otherwise avoid the trope in defense of their genre may deliberately avoid giving races like orcs any complexity just to flip these types the bird. Oh, you mean like in, in an attempt to achieve something they push everyone to want to do the opposite? <laughs> it's like, it can happen. When I started, you were on episode 60. I'm now on uh, episode 102, so halfway there. Wait, if we were on 60 when you started, and now you are on 102... You are halfway... I'm not, I'm not sure if the math works out there, but it's probably because, again, my brain is on low functionality, but, uh... Good luck. We shall see you soon, potentially. Uh, rags, in your best Jordan Peterson, say, Cut off one meme, two more shall take its place. Hail, lobster. What's the quote again? Let me... I'll post it for you in case... Get lost halfway. 
This is, this is something the Red Skull says. But well, not that, but you know. Cut off one meme. I, I don't know how his, I don't know his voice. Cut off cut off. Cut off one cut meme! Off. And well, okay. Two memes shall take its place. <laughs> it's cut more off, of a combo of the two that you more shall take its place. Hail lobster. <laughs> I am definitely pitching it up a bit. <laughs> lobster. Uh cut off one meme. Two more shall take its place. Hail lobster. I, I, I can't do Jordan Peterson. His voice is too normal. Normal? I um, don't think it's normal at all. I think cut, it's very distinct. Cut off. Cut. Because, hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got the... He's Canadian as well, right? He is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he has the Canadian love funnies. Story. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely one. He's Kermit. <laughs> That's what everyone's saying. Yeah, he he does sound like Kermit. That's yeah. Rags describing Kermit as normal. What the fuck? Uh, Muller, in your best I can't. Human... I cannot do him. Yeah. But would you like to do him? I want to. I want him to clean my room. <laughs> no, you got to do that yourself. That's the point. That's the point. That's the fetish. No, though. yeah, that's not as hot. Yeah. It's not as hot. It's his fantasy. No, you you clean the room mm. while he's sitting in the corner, just like. No, no, no. <laughs> I want him to clean the room. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Muller in your best it's German accent, say. I think we're slipping into Mickey Mouse here. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. For me, I need to I need to actually hear him because I, I, like I kind of forgot how he sounds. A different to that. Mickey Mouse is like, ho ho, I'm I'm something. <laughs> That's that's him. Whereas I'm trying you to, just I'm pitched up a little higher. Way. That's Rags points. Yeah, I pitching it. I feel like pitch is a pretty significant change. I don't remember saying they would. Yeah, but you just said like all you did was pitch it up, like as if that's all I did. Yeah, you already pitched really high, so pitching it up higher is just like yeah, you you went higher. Yeah, I changed the voice. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so don't it's like it if adjust. I went, oh, I'm doing a real low voice, and then someone goes, do a low voice, go. Oh, dude, a real lower voice. And it's like, yeah, that okay, that was different. pretty much the same thing. Just did it lower. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Mickey Mouse, Kermit the Frog, and Jordan Peterson are pretty close together. That's all I'm saying. It's more than pitch, my good man. You put you put all three of them in a room, and it's going to be hard to tell them apart. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, it is. You'll get Jordan Peterson next to Kermit the Frog, and it's like, <laughs> up to your double here. Four, uh, four psychologists. Kermit's a psychologist. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's sitting in his chair. So, uh, tell me how you're feeling. You know, like, and it's just like, oh, I don't know, Kermit. I'm just, it's really, it's really been tough lately. You know, mm. the, the economy, COVID. It's, you know, I'm just not doing very well. Aha, uh aha, -huh, uh -huh, I see. Um, or I guess I should pitch it up a little bit more. I'm losing track of the voices. <laughs> That's what happens when you're so good at doing voices. They start to, it becomes hard to tell them apart. Oh, don't say that for any chat. I'm going to rip into you for your voices again. Yeah, I know they are, but I don't care anymore. All right. <laughs> I'm embracing the, the friggy needs to go to bed. It's like halfway <laughs> through the day. I am tired, but like, it's really, it'd be weird if it's, it's like, what late time for you me. going to bed? Like midday? It it's like it 9, 3 a.m. for me. Here, past 9. Yeah. What do you know? I sympathize with Tringy though because Whoa. he's having to change his accent in addition to Peterson's dorky voice. <laughs> yeah, I guess there is that too. But everybody shits on my American accent, which is a little lame. I feel like I've worked really hard to get that one Aww. better. Yeah, make him feel better by yeah. saying it's really good. 
well, it ain't really good, and I, I can only do the cliche standard American one, I can't do the southern one yet, I'll get there. Sorry, Theo, you are about to say something, I cut you off. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Alright, alright. I think so, at least. <laughs> Maybe my brain is slowing down. <laughs> Fringy, your accent needs work. Yeah, I guess. Fringy, your Australia like needs work. I feel like I've never done a Zemo accent. You Well, you've probably like, thrown it out casually Maybe. when doing a quote or something, but I wouldn't... Yeah, I don't remember you ever being like, here is my Zemo. Yeah. Your accent was a good man. I feel like he wasn't that Russian sounding. Like I feel like he's a little bit, uh, well, because isn't isn't. Yeah, I think he definitely had that Russian kind of. Ah, uh, a little bit, but I mean, what what is uh what's Daniel Brühl? He's German, right? Or I would have to check. I think he is. Um... Whoa, that was cool. Dude, Canyon Arrow kicks ass. Go back to working on your crocodile speak, Fringy. Um, that's probably bigoted. Speak. Yeah, I, I don't know what crocodile speak would be other than nom nom nom. I love biting things. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I have a really hard time. Well, I guess try to avoid Australian. getting banned. Okay, summarizing them as biting well, things. Damn. I screwed up the accent because he should be Australian, or depending on which one. If he's a Nile crocodile, I guess it'd be more like. I enjoy uh, now my African. My, I bet Fringy says Gator with the hard R. Gator. <laughs> Jeez, Fringy, you didn't Jesus have to prove Christ, it. Christ, Fringy. Wait, what? Oh, oh, I finally got the joke. God damn, it took me a while. <laughs> he thinks this is a joke. Wow. Guys, this is fucked up. I think we're gonna have to have a word with you offline. Well, I, I guess it's interesting. I imagine the animals probably would have a problem with, uh, like, if you called a crocodile a croc, they probably would be like, wow, wow, okay. <laughs> I, I feel like a God. croc would be, you know, wouldn't be so thin-skinned about it. Nice. That's true, uh, they have pretty thick... Also, do you have, yeah. a problem with being, <laughs> do you have a problem with being called an Aussie? I don't think so. How, how offended do you think a crocodile would be on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, I feel like a, a crocodile would be more offended if you made fun of the fact that they have really weak upper jaw strength, like opening their mouths, it's, they're not very good. <laughs> what, a, what a strange thing to be where, like, you have the strongest bite in the world, but a, a, like a very weak person could just hold your mouth shut and there's nothing you could do to stop them. <laughs> there are like, many weak people have tried to hold my mouth shut. In a metaphorical I bet, sense. I'd be more annoyed if you called them alligators than crocs. Yeah, they probably like, would. For fuck's sake, again, this time this week. Yeah, like and, if someone said Fringy's New Zealander, you'd be like, no. Um, yeah, that, that would be... You know, kiwi birds are pretty nifty animals. There are... Look up a kiwi if you've never seen one before. They're like super cool Oh, they're so birds. low already. What? Hmm? <laughs> You said they're so low already, and then when I said what, you said, hmm, I want you to explain what you mean when you say they're so low. And then you'd say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you have made it with silence. Whenever this happens, I just picture Rags, just, the seat is empty. Poofed <laughs> <laughs> out of existence for a few seconds. Uh... <clears throat> Go ahead. I don't, well, uh, was it more of because I can carry on, but I don't, I don't know if, what what was even happening. What were we discussing? 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What I we remember were we got onto this because we were talking about accents and then talking about gator, <laughs> gate, gate, the G word, the G. Um, and then we were talking about the gamer word in a certain sense. Yeah, and then uh, and then we moved on to kiwis. For Fringy will change his avatar to a kiwi bird. Maybe that'll be my Halloween costume. Like, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do this year because I don't want to be a vampire again. I might be a, a, a weird. I want to be a kiwi. I'm gonna wolf. take that out. Or um a long wolf. So what? You just like what 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 makes a long wolf different from a regular one? Probably that they're longer. Well, regular ones aren't as long. Yeah. <laughs> right. I guess there is that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, it seems pretty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, either that or Frank and Mauler or something. I don't know. Fringy is a communist kiwi. I like the Ooh. idea of a, a a kiwi bird like dressed. What what is like communist attire? What what, what is like the well? I know red, but like dirty, filthy rags. You'd need a. What, what's that hat that uh, Che Guevara wears? That uh, is that that's like a communist hat, right? <laughs> I don't know. Is there a communist hat? I don't know. Uh, well, it's what what is that? Is that a beret? It's a it's a beret, isn't it? He wear but berets were wear, worn by Americans in Vietnam, so I guess it's not a communist. Berets hat. are just military attire. <laughs> oh, I, right, so it looks like I just totally screwed up there in terms of figuring it out <laughs> which one's Just which. have a hammer and sickle, you'll be fine. Oh, well, I just need to yeah. wear the hat with the little star on it. Yeah, just a Soviet army uniform, like a Kiwi that's dressed up as a, uh, a commissar. <laughs> I like Maybe. that. That feels Maybe. like a... Give it a funny Russian hat, the one with the flaps yeah. man over the ears, whose name I can never I like, remember. I really like this idea now. Uh, commissar Kiwi. <laughs> I feel like this could be a, a ten movie franchise. Well, five, maybe. Universe. I don't know about ten. Yeah, the the Kiwi cinematic universe. Put it alongside it the capitalist penguin. And... Yeah, with a little monocle. Dressed <laughs> <laughs> up as the Monopoly man. Yes. Uh, I guess I guess that had to be um well because we've got those two parts of the spectrum. What would what would be the other ones? I guess maybe like a, an anarchist. Um, what would be an anarchist animal? Maybe like the anarchist crocodile or something. He's just anarchist animal. With a, a Molotov in zebra. his hand all the time. No. A, you think a zebra would be a. Yeah, like anarchist? they don't have any sense of. Like, so they, they're in groups, but an anarchist is often in groups too, but they have like no leader. That's part of why you can't domesticate so them. They don't have that like sense of. So. Maybe sheep? Well, but sheep are domesticated and they have no leader. Either, yeah, they? like they'll they'll follow. Yeah, like in, in plus sheep is like our go-to word yeah. for a conformist. Right. So I like guess you're a sheep. sheep. Yeah. No, I know. Um. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's the inversion though. Maybe that's the that's the subversion. He is a sheep that goes against the grain or against the grass. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I got a. That was a terrible joke, but the fact that it was really amusing. Um, hmm. What? What a. What, what? I wonder what the libertarian or would the libertarian just be the uh probably be a bird. You, you think, oh right, maybe like it. An well, eagle. I feel like eagle is too obvious for like libertarian. Maybe maybe it'd be something. well in um. And the once and future king, uh, one of the parts that was cut from the Sword in the Stone Disney movie, by the way, was Arthur is transformed into a goose. Uh, right. And now the geese, because they can fly, they don't have any sense of like borders, and they don't they they're not tied to the land in any way because they could go wh wherever they want. So maybe 
they have that, you know, maybe that makes them sort of libertarian in a way. But then again, libertarians typically are very, like, patriotic. You know, they really love their countries and their land. Um, so I don't know. I, I guess, know. yeah, I guess I'm just trying to hone in on whatever it would be that is, like, the, the fixed trait of a... Of a uh... Like a, a very happy-go-lucky sort of maybe no rules, just does whatever. Maybe they're Well, I guess it depends on what we're doing. If we're doing, like, a, I, you know, like, I guess the most, the most favorable libertarian one, that would be that. But if we were making fun of, like, internet libertarians, I'd want to be a little bit more mocking. <laughs> Not because I think it's stupid as a thing. I just find internet libertarians to be kind of amusing. Hmm. Maybe Somebody's um, got a sparrow. Hmm. I'm not sure what. I wonder if that's like a. Hmm. Like something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to be really funny with it though. Like that's that's you know like a, a kiwi that's a communist. That's really stupid. So I like the idea of it being really stupid animal. All right. Then. I got nothing. I feel like the there moment. could be we'll a lot. There's a later. lot more animals who'd be easy to believe are communists because they are. Um... Like they're super duper collectivist and they hang out in groups all the time and they're very like super duper social. The idea of wait, 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 wait. What are the fish that hang out in huge groups and just wait to try and they they sit? Oh, the ones that suck off the teat of the shark. Yeah, there you go. I like. Yeah, he's a libertarian fish that swims alongside sharks trying to suck off its tit. Wait, no, I have, that I have the right. The I have the right to feed off the bottom yeah. of any bigger. Uh, any oh yeah, bigger I was saying in regards to the communist one. Yeah. Yeah, that makes. Yeah. It's <laughs> amusing to me. I think I want to find a way to do it. <laughs> You're creating a TV weird. show here. Well, I, no, I think I could do it in the fringy comic. That could be like the one of the side characters. It's just a kiwi bird that's inexplicably in Australia and inexplicably a communist. <laughs> <laughs> Just wearing this stupid fucking hat. <laughs> so like how communist, so like there's a, like you can't be communist and Australian. Is that like part of it? You know, someone, someone tries to lampshade it by calling out, isn't it weird that there's a communist Kiwi here and the Kiwi just, just like, what? Am I not allowed to be communist? What? Am I not allowed to be in Australia? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a citizen of the world, guys. <laughs> or like you call it all out with the funny hat as the ending and then they're like, what's wrong with the hat? Yeah, I like this hat. It's neat. It shields my face from the sun. <laughs> Us Kiwis don't like the sun so very much. It, it's bad for our feathers. I feel like... I think a penguin would be good for libertarians. Maybe. So like, I can imagine... A new one for capitalists, then. Um, also, pe penguins stick together in big groups. Um, but libertarians don't have anything to do with that necessarily. You could have groups of libertarians. Uh, um, it's true. like so you true. have like you don't have like everybody has their like everybody in uh, all the penguins. They are they're off doing their own thing down there in the cold, and people might say, "Wow, that's really kind of you know strange how you guys are off there in that weird place." And they're like, "No, no, no, but this is our place. You know, we live here in the cold. We he live in the Arctic, and." You know, we, we each raise our own kid and we each have to, you know, take our turn, you know, doing this and we each have our duties and responsibilities. And that's like, a, a, but, but, but we give ourselves those things. No one tells us we do it because we know we got to do it. Yeah, maybe you put a lot more thought into the penguin <laughs> than I did for the Kiwi, I will oh, say. Well, that's right.
Well, putting in more thought, that's what we encourage here on this, uh, on this here little program. Should we do the, yeah, the big reveal right. at the end? Go, like and capitalist? It's man. Oh! <laughs> you could go the complete opposite direction with it and try and put in as little thought as possible so that each one of each animal is chosen to be as far removed from the ideology it represents as is physically yeah. possible. So you go to, <laughs> I don't know, anarchism and you just take some new social insect isn't actually yeah, like ants and like anarchist ants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Down Lemmings. with the system. <laughs> I, I hate queens. Royalty is gay. Get food, for the, get food for the queen, all right? Or a bee as well. You can yeah. have an anarchist bee. Down. This is wage slavery. No, honeycomb. Uh, not honey slave. What would it be? Some sort of slavery to just honey. Pollen slavery. You know? Why, we should all have an equal amount of pollen. Why do we have to go get the pollen for the queen just to live? And, you know, uh, well, I guess worker bees, right? So they could try to unionize. Oh, uh, this, this fucking bee movie that we're just coming up with now. <laughs> <laughs> a masterpiece in film. What if that movie is so amusing to me? The fact that it exists. And like, there's the one character, Ken, who is the most reasonable character in the whole movie, and everybody treats him like he's insane. <laughs> I think there's a part in the movie where uh, he walks past the like his old home, and um, Barry the bee, his name is on the side, and he's like, that bee is living my life! <laughs> Let it go, Kenny. Where will this nightmare end? <laughs> <laughs> I think the reason why B-Movie existed was because, uh, I think, uh, Jerry Seinfeld was like, ha, huh, B-Movie, what about if it was like a B-Movie, and then it was like, here's a hundred million dollars, make it happen. That was fucking yeah. brilliant, Mr. Seinfeld. Yeah. Make it I'm for real, sure though. I'm pretty sure Yeah. I mean, that it's movie is kind of about fun, nothing. It's just interesting because bees are sentient, but, like, none of the an other animals are. This is really confusing. It sounds like a Seth Rogen movie idea. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was like a bee movie, but like <clears throat> it was like actually a bee? <laughs> yeah, sounds like that kind of idea. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Come. Come. Oh, so somebody says apparently he pitched it to Spielberg. Who thought he was joking and said it was a great idea? <laughs> hey, I'm sure it was successful, right? B movie. Uh, I mean, it made some money back, yeah. But I mean, they've never successful done in the meme market. But you can't put a price on it being, or like, a, a meme and cultural icon. That's yes. true. Yeah, like so. Shrek. Like Shrek. Shrek is an interesting one because we all meme it, but Shrek is actually pretty great as far as movies go. Yeah. I think Definitely. most people agree with that. I don't, I don't know many people out there hate Shrek, you know? Like, fuck Shrek. Release the Shrek cut. But, yeah, I guess Shrek <laughs> is a little different from, like, for instance, people who legitimately think that, um, the, the dance from Spider-Man 3 is really good. Like, as if oh that's really God. good as its own thing. It's a hilarious meme, but, like, in the yeah. movie, it's terrible. Why are you, why are you gonna hate? What's that about, hmm? No, I love the meme. I think it's one of my favorite memes ever. Like, I saw a uh, a meme where it was uh it was Deadpool, but it was Bully Maguire, 
<laughs> it's really funny. And he stabs the dude who's coming at him and he says, You'll get your money when you fix this damn door. <laughs> the reason that's so funny is he just couldn't pull it off. Like, yeah. and, and so now it's just valuable as like a absurd thing that exists. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna gonna put some dirt in your eye as well. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had my face in my hands in the theater when that when he started dancing. I'm like, oh no, no, because <laughs> I was such a like Spider-Man and especially a Venom fan. I was like, they're they're gonna put Venom in this one, and Spider-Man Two is so good. This is gonna be so badass. So it was like such a. Uh, my expectations were not met. Did you, uh, what did you think? What do you think of Venom? Like the Venom, the Tom Hardy one. Uh, I didn't. I thought I'd hate it. I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would. Uh, I thought it was okay. The th by the time I got to the third act, it was pretty, pretty fucking yeah. Like stupid. it's it's a pretty stupid movie, but um, yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. I liked uh, there all that. It got really actiony in the middle, and I liked mm. all that stuff. That was cool. And uh, um, the next one is being directed by Andy Circus, which makes me wonder, like, how that's going to turn out. What's wrong with the first oh, guy that wow. directed? Do they not like him anymore? Well, the first guy was a guy who made Zombieland, which I like, but uh, I guess it's just that I'm curious to see what like an Andy Circus event. I feel like see... any movie. So it's Zombieland mm -hmm. two. Like, oof. I didn't see that one, no. So no. Snake Snacks review it. Oof. Horrible. I don't know what the hell happened. I like the first one as well. I don't know why they, they made it. I'm not sure why, uh... Money. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. But, uh... What, wait, what Circus is directing? Yeah, he's, uh, he is... He's a busy boy. He's playing Alfred, and he's directing, like, this movie. You must... Two things. Uh, I guess it's I guess it's just uh, like I I always assume that like directing would take up all your time. Um, like if you were the director of a project, it would take up all your time. How do you find the time to also like be acting in a movie? Well, it's funny you say uh, that because uh, he acted in and directed portions of Lord of the Rings. Uh, did he direct certain parts of that? Yeah, I believe the things Peter Jackson was obviously too busy to do. Um, did he, he directed some of it I, I remember seeing it in the one of the behind the scenes things i find andy circus to be so valuable as a very as impressive a, man like in the, uh yeah i mean he is i guess it's just that he has probably single-handedly legitimized motion capture performance as a legitimate sort of you know medium yeah he's got mm -hmm. he's got plenty of the most like well-known performances under his belt and at this point it's just well, normal now caesar Caesar is like so convincing as a as a character. Yeah, it's kind of incredible. No, kind of it is. I wonder how much like do you have to do a lot of like studying for like like sort of nature documentary style things to figure out the movements and stuff. Well, I think um, I remember seeing a video where he was explaining the way that he did it, and he was explaining how uh, as the film was progressed, he tried to uh, like he he was trying to think about what the changes would be naturally. So like in the first movie, he's very ape like. But by the third one, he's walking around with this huge amount of presence, chest puffed up, always standing upright. Um, 
yeah, it clearly put a lot of thought into it, uh, into the performance. Yeah. <clears throat> Muller, in your best German accent, say, It's not enough for them to call me a Nazi. They have to call me a magical super Nazi now. I don't know. Is that a <laughs> well, thing? There you go. What's a magical super Nazi? They sound I guess terrifying and interesting. Red Skull's well, a magical, though. <laughs> with magic. Super what makes him a super Nazi? And also, he's kind of like... Isn't in in the Captain America film? He seems like he's way more interested in Hydra than like anything to do with Germany. Yeah, he's planning on fucking up Germany as well, right? That's I think the he wants reveal. to blow up. Yeah, he wants to blow up Berlin as well as like London and Paris and Moscow. And they're like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "More, ha ha!" And then lasers them. Yeah. This is not good for my insurance. You found movie The Little Rascals. Maybe. Uh, inalienable, inalienable trait of Krogan. Four balls. <laughs> Alright. That must be horrifying to look at. Uh, Warhammer 40k orcs are the last of us Zeds on steroids. They racist? I don't know, man. It's all racist, okay? That's the safe way of doing it. Wait. 40k orcs are... Oh what? Well, it's funny they said the Last of Us Zeds on steroids. It's like Zeds are a, a killing floor, and Last of Us like the flora weird mushroom zombies. And then the on steroids, orcs and forty k are just belligerent cockneys. <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, so do you think eighth century European villagers saw Viking raiders as evil killers? I don't know that they were too concerned with figuring out exactly what they were motivated by, rather than just, oh my god, please don't kill me. Or, let's kill them. Oh, I gotta hit diapers out of a truck. Feels like a weird mission. Don't judge me, chat. Uh, I recently had a big heated slug-out debate about which was which was worse between the Snyder Cut and the Weeder Cut. Uh, we all stopped when we realized they were desperately arguing for two crummy films and that was just silly. Um, pretty much, yeah. I'm not too bothered by uh, just saying they're both shit, but at the same time, this weird narrative that sprung up where it's just like, Snyder Cut is like phenomenally better than Whedon's, and it's like, oh, I mean, well... If I was to try and figure it out, it seems to me there's just more to praise about Whedon's, and it's half the fucking size. I don't know. I laughed way <laughs> harder at the Whedon cut. Well, I had way like, more fun with yeah, Whedon's cut. Yeah, that one's way more fun. Yeah. Like, genuinely, it was Snyder, harder Snyder's to understand three... what was happening a little bit for me with the Whedon cut. That added to the humor of it. I found them both nonsensical, but that might just be because... Fucking following the plot is only gonna punish you. <laughs> yeah. Like when they try to explain the world building, it's like you shouldn't. You just shouldn't say anything. You should just show people fighting, and maybe then it would make more sense because we could all infer what it means. Um, Apu describes himself as a lean, mean Vindaloo machine. Is that is that racist? I don't think so. But certainly problematic and should be erased. Yes. Course. Good. We've done it. Uh, the extra credits guy sounds really smarmy and sarcastic, like he doesn't believe what he's saying. 
I mean, well, he just reads the fucking scripts. I don't think he writes them. So it's a good chance. He just says all of it with confidence without even knowing if he's right. So that's definitely gonna give a vibe. Uh, left, right, L1, R, L2, R1, R2, up, down, left, right. That was the jetpack cheat from GTA San Andreas. I still remember after all these years. True gamer. Uh, knew a DM who had to deal with someone like this, and the DM explained this entire thing as they're trying to kill you for your stuff, and because you don't worship their shining rock... Uh, oh, because you don't worship their shining rock, there is no uh, relating to them or negotiating possible. Yeah, I don't know if they find that acceptable or not. If they were just like, no, they have to be. Otherwise, this is beard. Well, I don't think they'd... Yeah, I don't think they'd find anything acceptable other than I get my way, honestly. I wish for this narrative to follow my values. And you're like, oh. Well, alright then. I'm afraid um, that's not going to be possible, so you're going to have to leave the table. D&D party encounters Mind Flayer. I'll decide it's Moral Compass myself. Give it a shot, see what happens. Uh, the orcs aren't black, they just have low growth and opportunity. Oh, I, yeah. s I see. It's got little eyes on it as well. <laughs> it's got little eyes on it. <laughs> um, are two orcs in 40k evil, or are they just following their nature, which is to fight? Um, well, that's an interesting one, right? If I wonder if they would say that's that's not allowed to, like a, a sort of a race that wishes to brawl, like in some kind of natural way. They be yeah, like, they're just no. aggressive, maybe. I don't have that. that said brawls are lethal by nature, but, you know. <clears throat> the tornado that killed Pa Kent was misunderstood. I'd say so. It had its own reasons for doing what it did. That one tornado, a Star Wars story. Yeah, we can, we can hope, you know. If only the franchise kicks off enough to just start spamming movies. Unfortunately, TLJ killed all of that. Do we, do, do we remember that? Like, it was gonna be at one point, one per year, but then TLJ just, like, fucking halted the shit out of all of it, because everyone got so upset. They were like, uh-oh. And then Rise of Skywalker sort of yeah. slithered out, and they were like, okay, we're gonna think about this now. And then Mandalorian was successful, and they are like, oh, TV shows, that's what we'll do. TV shows are yeah. <clears throat> They don't even have to be good. Like, genuinely, if Ryan Johnson, <laughs> um, if, if JJ had made all three, <clears throat> there is a good chance right now we would have had another, like, four fucking movies. Hmm. Probably. We would have been getting these side ones, you know, more of the anthology. JJ probably would have walked it in. He would have just been like, oh yeah, Luke is going to be real heroic. Um, you know, Leia will lead her people as a general to victory. We'll defeat. He probably would have bring, brought back the Emperor again. Fuck it. <laughs> he would have been like, well, people like JJ? the Emperor. I thought oh, it was his idea. Oh wait, then again, he, he would have had Snoke be the trilogy villain, wouldn't he? That's what he would have done. It was only once yeah, probably, Snoke was killed yeah. that he was like, well, I guess I'll bring back the Emperor. I don't know. This, I really want to don't... see that timeline because I genuinely think that the conversation would have changed entirely. Like, there would still be a lot of fans of JJ's trilogy, probably. They'd be like, no, it was good shit. It was what I was looking for in a Star Wars movie. And you'd be like... <clears throat> Ryan changed everything. Comparing enemies don't we want a Star Wars movie every day? Yes. Like a new one? This, At least like, every week. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the dream? Um. 
Comparing enemies in Iron Man 1 to enemies in Wonder Woman, I've become convinced that Marvel directors handled mature themes better than DC directors. Uh, I, I just don't think that's really yeah. in question, to be honest with you. Marvel, there's more consistency in thinking about what the actions mean. Um, unfortunately, Marvel have pretty much lost that now, too. Uh, you look at Captain Marvel, WandaVision, and Winter Soldier, uh, the TV show, I mean. Um, we've already got loads of damning examples of characters taking particular actions and either being condemned when they shouldn't be or being celebrated when they really shouldn't be. Um, and that's something DC had a huge problem with from the get-go, the, uh, the films. So, uh, yeah, they're both probably going to be a disaster and we're all very worried about everything. Hopefully Spider-Man 3 is not garbage. Hopefully Guardians 3 is not garbage. Oh, really? And you know what? Hopefully the Suicide Squad isn't garbage as well. Yeah. I hope that's good. <clears throat> what is Death of the Author and is it good or bad? So Death of the Author simply means that once the author has completed the work, they have no influence over how it's to be understood or interpreted. Um, it's a bit of a dramatic title for the idea that they are... The author, as a as a position of authority on the content, as in they could literally write whatever they wanted to have happen, as soon as it's done, they're dead. They're out. There's nothing more they can do. Um, yeah. And so we apply this. So say say I said, you know, uh, uh, Greedo shot first is something that Lucas says after we see the original cut of the movie. We're like, no, he didn't. <laughs> and then he's like, well, I made it, <laughs> so he did. And it's like, oh, that's nice, but. No. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. And um, <laughs> the extreme cases are when you have, say, a situation could go one of three ways, and it's all about interpretation, and then the author goes, oh, no, 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 it was, it was, it was the second way. The other two are nonsense. Then someone could be like, oh, that's good enough for me. It was the second way. While a friend of yours could be like, fuck that. It's, it's the way I think it was. It's not the way that they thought it was. And um, someone might consider this nonsense. They'd be like, how could you possibly think that you would know better than the author? And it's like, it's not really about that. It's that the author can sometimes, and this, this happens to literally everybody, they can misunderstand sometimes, or best understand, you know, as all circumstances are possible, their own work. They could actually accidentally create a storyline that they didn't mean to, or a thematic sort of layer that they didn't mean to. And then if they say, that's not actually there, you're just seeing stuff that doesn't exist, that doesn't make it not exist. Mm -hmm. The idea being that the whole bastion for, you know, legitimacy in terms of interpretation comes from the text itself. Yeah. No. The only place your legitimacy comes from. Everyone's referencing J.K. Rowling, that's a good example. She's like, oh, this is this, this is this, this is this. Like, Go away, J.K. Go away. Stop it. I guess she can rant in I peace on Twitter. I had somebody email me asking me for some writing advice. Um, cause they were, they were writing a story and they were, they wanted advice on their outlining process. And I was saying like it all hinges on theme. And then they replied that, uh, uh, they didn't want their movie to have a message. They didn't think that was important. Hmm. So it's just like a, a sequence of stuff happens. That's, there's nothing really holding it together. And I'm just like, well, you should consider the likely possibility that an audience is going to watch your movie and extract the message from it, whether you yeah. intended for there to be one or not. So you might as well put one in there and make it a decent one, you know, because that's what people do. I think they observe things, they see a pattern and they extract from that. Well, 
on, yeah, like, on if, like a broad level. If I had a movie that had six significant payoffs and they all involve someone trying to step up against some kind of wrongdoing and they get punished, and that that's the you'd be like, what are you trying to say about like rebellions? Like, what are you trying to say about sort of courageous acts? Like what what is this movie? And, and I could be like, what do you mean? I'm just these are just these are just stories I'm telling about stuff. I don't I'm not trying to say anything overall. And it's like well people will read into it. Right. Um, and I think it's worth keeping in mind, for sure. You don't have to do these things. Um, and a lot of people can make this story. And a lot of people do. They're literally just like, no, it's, what, why are you drawing all this stuff to do with political systems out of my... out of my? I think Zack Snyder is probably one of those people that probably doesn't realize a lot of the stuff that he's put into his films are very interpreted. There's so many videos on YouTube that interpret his work uh, hardcore. And I'm not even sure that he's aware or if it was by design, but it's not very competently done. I don't even want to pretend to know, but um, yeah, it's an aspect of Ryan that I find really interesting. Deal with care is a good idea, of course. Alderaan had its chance. I mean, this is the thing, when you watch Man of Steel, um, it wasn't Zack's intention, of course, but you start to piece together the character of Superman and his father and the actions he takes, and it all lines up in a way that's not supposed to line up. It wasn't. It's clearly not what Zack wanted, but there's so many references to like, wow, He's psychopathic because of the things his dad told him when he was younger. And he has mm -hmm. a very flawed understanding of, like, the sanctity of, of life, if you will. Just taking care of people, because he doesn't give a fuck. He'll toss Zod through a building. And when it's like, should I save people? Maybe, maybe not. It's like, oh my god, this is like a villain movie. Right. Um, But of course, these were supposed to be interpreted in different ways. It was supposed to be Clark was uh, being warned by his father that... You know, maybe be careful about what what things you decide to do because it can lead to... The, the meaningful choice was supposed to be Clark understands that it's going to cost him, but he will choose to do it because it's important. And to, so to set that up, they have his dad tell him, like, maybe you should let children drown, which was so incompetent, it's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. What precisely were you thinking? <laughs> and then, of course, in the late game, we have him destroying what remains of the Kryptonian young in their, in their earliest form of life, because he's decided they had their chance. Like, could you have chosen a more inept fucking thing for him to say before doing that? <laughs> and so if you were like, no, 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 no. Before I'm... murdering children, <laughs> they had their chance at life. Like, no, they didn't. And he could have said, star. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, the author in that case can keep telling you, no, that's not what that means. No, that's not what this character... And he's just like, bye-bye, get out of here. You're no longer in control of this because it's done. So that's Death of the Author. Uh, whether or not it's good or bad, it, it is. Um, it is. That would be the main thing. It doesn't really have a alignment. It's It can be brutal. Uh, it can be unfortunate for a lot of creators when they look at their work and they're like, Oh shit, I didn't account for that. Oh, I didn't mean press no. 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 Um, where are we? No more. They want to avoid talking about Blade because his existence damages the narrative around Black Panther. Yeah, they. Uh, the, if you guys remember when that came out, they were like the first black superhero in a movie. And it's yeah, like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this is where have you been? It wasn't even the sec. Well, if you count Spawn as a superhero, I mean, I count the comic book movie. 
Isn't yeah, Steel the exactly. yeah? Like, and this is the thing. Someone would be like, those movies, those movies are goofy. It's like, oh, shut up. We count them still. Blade is a Blade is a very awkward one because it was like one of the first modern comic book movies. Yeah, people often yeah. cite it as like what led to well, X Men, Spider Man, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it was fucking badass. I remember watching it and just being blown away. I was like, this is amazing. It might not like hold up now or anything for a lot of standards, but um, it was brought up like, like Rags said. It's Everyone thought Blade was badass. Hancock as well. Oh yeah, Hancock. That's another one. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Luke the Cage old... also came out before Black Panther. That's a TV show, though. Yeah, we don't want oh, yeah. to count them. Oh, and also in X Men, yeah, they had. Well, yeah, Storm was a character. She was like one of the main characters. Yep. Um, also, Rhodey, War Machine. I mean, he can't. He was in 2010. Uh, no, he because he was in the first one too. Well, I mean, you have to make it sound culturally significant. And if you go, finally, a mainstream MCU solo movie with a protagonist that is black post 2015 <laughs> or something like that, you'd be like, oh, you know, okay. I saw a tweet recently where somebody said they were like can we you know every time that there's a movie that has like a predominantly black cast usually the film is about race as a as a thing like you know like racial like a, a movie about slavery or a movie about a certain period of time uh, and they said it'd be it'd be nice if we had more movies where a lot of the characters were black but that wasn't a component of it and it's like oh i i, I kind of agree with that and then they said Black Panther was so refreshing because it wasn't like that. And my immediate thought is like, holy fuck, Black Panther is all about that. I'm not sure why you would pick Black Panther as an example of refreshing. In that's that just regard. a delusional person. Black Panther sucks. Well, I, I guess it's just they're they're wrong. Like that's what Black Panther is about. Um, maybe the next like, one it... won't be about that, but that one certainly was. That's probably why it made so much money because well, it was marketed that way. Well, the thing is, is like I kind of agree. I feel like it's. Uh, I feel like surely the ideal world is where we get to the point where like nobody even cares what the makeup of the uh, of the film is. Um, but like Black Panther ain't that. Like Black Panther was all about that. Um, and also, it's kind of a retarded thing. Since I, in fact, the more that I think about it, the more that I realize they're wrong because like the Nutty Professor isn't about that. Um, like. Uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop isn't about that. There were like a lot of movies from the 80s and 90s that had either black guys as like the main character or as the side character, you know, like the sidekick, like in hey, uh, a weapon or, well, yeah, there, there's that as well. I guess it's just weird because I grew up on a lot of 80s and 90s movies. Mm -hmm. And so like, I always assumed that there was lots of camaraderie and that everybody got along. Um, yeah. And then I found out that apparently, no, people didn't get along. <laughs> nope. And that made me Not really anymore. sad. Yeah. yeah. I really missed the whole. The, I mean, and goddamn, wasn't that was like what? Uh, that was what uh, Die Hard Three was all about, right? Was um. Yeah. The, the butting of heads, but also this acknowledgement that maybe Zeus has a problem with John McCain. Like, like maybe there's something here that needs to be resolved. John, just let it. Just let it go. <laughs> John McCain. Oh, whoops. <laughs> not, dude, not to John mention, McCain. out of context, Zeus has an issue with John McCain. <laughs> John McCain, heir to the McCain french fries fortune. I didn't realize I said John McCain. 
John McCain in Die Hard 3. Could you imagine? <laughs> and yeah, the literal Zeus to God Zeus, Zeus from God of War 3. John McCain. <laughs> Going on an adventure to stop Alfred from, uh, <laughs> from blowing up the schools. Man, what a universe we've... What, what several movie universes we've created tonight. Um... Uh, one thing that the whole can they choose evil question matters to your character is whether hating the orcs is justified or not, not whether fighting them is justified. That's a given. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not sure if that's trying to conflict with the video or the things we've commented on, but I'm, uh, I'm afraid we really are reaching limits here, you know, in terms of my capacity to be able to read. I'm also failing this mission over and over, and I think I'm starting to realize it's probably because I need to... Uh, you know, stop soonish. Um, but 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 uh, oh no, we'll try and read it. Uh, death of the author, blade. If I could kill tornadoes, I would kill every tornado I saw, and people would call me a hero. Yeah, if if your power as a hero were to be able to repel tornadoes, you'd be fucking beloved. Kill those tornadoes. Fuck them up. Stab yeah. them with your tornado knife. <laughs> Don't ask me how it works. It just do. Punch them right in the face. I think what was making me lose this as well is I kept assuming I was supposed to run away from Chief Wiggum, but it's one of those ones you got to follow him, okay? They flipped the script on me. Because he's a co-op. Uh, a D&D &D fap would be neat. I, um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. I'm so unfamiliar with D&D, &D, I feel like I could end up being a detriment to it fuck is happening as long as you go in with that like because i didn't really know the first time i played it i was very no I, I i i still don't even know that much about the rules just the basics and if it's explained in a casual way as you go then i imagine it's not going to be an issue at all one thing i've seen about most dnd players i've run into is that they will jump at the opportunity to get anyone else into their hobby <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, like right. If, if yeah. you have a bunch of people learning as they go, like, that's yeah. it, that's kind of, in its own way, sort of fun. So you'd be playing D&D, &D, not watching that dog shit movie with Jeremy Irons. <laughs> hey! That's one of his greatest performances. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're gonna do that for you movies at some point, and it'll be fantastic. <laughs> um, put on the collar, Rags. Someone wants you to put on the collar. Mm. Um, I wonder if extra credits would still maintain the choice of having parlay and diplomacy if the enemy NPCs are Nazi soldiers or the KKK. No, erase. Erase them nope. all. Nope. Guns. Guns to quick. Be exterminated. So fucking weird to me that they actually had that in there. It's like, hey, if your enemies make it clear visually that they're evil, kill them. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> okay, after everything else you just said, alright. Uh, Mola, saw your face on the Soma videos. Why don't you fit my headcanon for what you look like? Still love you. Also, WandaVision Rage? I rags. Hey! Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. But hey, a gas mask is good enough, right? Just picture little bionics in there that make this voice come out. It makes total sense. As for WandaVision Rage, I feel like we kind of annihilated WandaVision on the EFAP we did. So, yeah, we were quite thorough with that. I would even say we were, we were quite... Well, like, like it just flowed really well from topic to topic, and we had a whole bunch of um, different takes for how it 
fucking sucks. Like, all of it sucks. Oh, WandaVision. I don't know if we'll be able to muster it for Winter Soldier TV show thing. I'm honestly not sure. I have to watch them and then see what happens. I don't know. Um, at rags, go cry and leave the voice call because you didn't get your way just like you did in Tales. Tales? I don't know. I never left that one. Is that short for something? Tales of something? or? Yeah, it's the campaign name with uh, that Bill ran. Yeah, I never left that one. That one... Yeah, I never left that one. The hmm. DM decided he didn't want to do it anymore. So, that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, well, they said didn't get your way. I don't know if they're saying it ended or whatever, but... Um... I mean, if it ended, then I didn't get my way. If that's the case, I would have preferred it went further. But if he didn't, if the DM didn't feel like he wanted to keep doing it, then yeah, it's fair enough, it's his choice. I wouldn't want him to do something he didn't want to do. If Rags ever DM a Pathfinder game, I'd love to join it. Also, High Metal. Or he would have said. Well, this is the thing, if is... fucking EFAB ever did Metal's it, Metal's here I think... in spirit. Yes. Rags would probably be the DM if we did it on you. I don't fucking know whatsoever how to do That'd that. Be fun. I would volunteer, but no. <laughs> we don't trust you, Theo. You'll create a game where, like, yeah. think there's evil species or some shit, and that is yeah. unfucking acceptable. <laughs> That's species bad game design. Now what? All of them are evil. Oh no. Yeah. I'm gonna play as the good one of the evil tribe. I'm gonna be like, no, hey guys, one. stop eating human flesh. Enough. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Eat each other's flesh. It's way better. Hey, environment's better. That's an idea. Uh, Rag's experience with adversely players is him being the problem. I don't even know what that means. I'm trying to figure that one out. Rag's experience with adversely players is him being the problem. I, yeah, I, I got it. No clue. Hey Mola, Misanthropony recently apologized for his comments about you in his latest TLJ video. Aside from the brony cringe, he makes decent vids. Thoughts on him having guests, possibly? Also, hi Rags. Hello! Uh, I was, like, I, I'm pretty sure that's the video that said, like, it was the funny thing. It was, it was Misanthropony made, I think it was, like, their second video on TLJ in a series where they were, like, not crazy enough to rant about this movie for, like, hours on end, like Mola. And, and I remember being, like... Okay. Um, but then they ended up making a series that was almost as long as mine. I was like, huh. Hmm. Um, but apparently they apologized. They didn't angry. really, like, I, it's not like I think you have to apologize for saying that. I just, I just thought it was a funny thing to say about a series that was simultaneously long as fuck. But um, as for Misanthropony coming on, I am not against the idea. I'm just yeah, not that familiar sure. with their content. Yeah, you can only make a long video content. with the correct beliefs. Well, it's fun, isn't it, when it's like... The, the, the meme that happened with the Snyder Cut was so funny. So, movies are typically around two hours. And so every time I make a video, it'll be almost... Like, two hours is, is, is a lot of the time around about the length. My, my rages could end up being... I say this, that's bullshit. Like, they, they go from, like, half an hour to two hours to two and a half hours. I don't even know. Point being, a lot of movies will be shorter than the rages or the critiques or whatever. So a common thing is, if you've taken longer than the movie to criticize it, then there's something wrong with you. And I've always been like, eh, okay, not true at all, but you do you. Um, with the Snyder Cut, my video was two hours and 18 minutes, I think, and so the, the film is four. And so it changed with the Snyder people to, if your video is half as long as the movie, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> it's like, oh man. 
How long well, are you allowed a to completely eat? arbitrary rule. It depends how in depth you go, right? Maybe there's like plenty of material to go over. One thing, I have stuff to say. I'm gonna take as long as I need to take to say it. It's fine with me. Throw in some jokes, yeah. some snappy editing. Yeah. Try and entertain you folks. It'll be fun. Um, EFAP 133 extra credits is stupid. No human being in their sane mind ever thinks this way. None of extra credits reasonings hold up to scrutiny. Certainly not, like, th this is a legitimate criticism. Normal people do not think the way that they believe normal people do. It's just not a thing. Yeah. They just don't. Yeah, um, James Mendez Hodes is not a normal <laughs> at all person when it comes to this stuff. Like, he, this is, this is like, this thing he has with orcs and his fascination with race constantly is very much a he it's very much a him thing like i i kind of picture it to yeah my dad loves lord of the rings if i said to him like don't you think it's a bit like, fucked that they kind of like, the orcs are don't you think they kind of connect to, to to black people i think even trying to get the words out to him he'd be like what in the hell are you <laughs> like what why, why would you say this <laughs> i'd be like why well, don't you think it's no, fucking nothing, bizarre nothing. Uh, At the end of that video on his channel, I was waiting for his mom to shout from the distance, like, James, dinner! <laughs> are you talking about orcs again? Stop it. <laughs> Coming, mom! You're stab mom. I'm changing the world. <laughs> <laughs> the world needs to hear this. About justice. <laughs> Someone's gotta speak for the orcs, mom. <laughs> The orcs aren't real. When are you gonna get a girlfriend and a job? Get a job. We can move damn. out of our house. <laughs> Forty years old, James. <laughs> when are you gonna make me a grandmother? Oh, she just wants to be a grandmother. Well, cute. Just say no to gondol brutality. Orc lives matter. True, possibly. We gotta, we gotta sit an orc down in, a, in an interview, see, see what it's all about. Ooh. Extra credits, please just play Undertale for the 10th time. Um, I never played Undertale. Does Undertale have, have um, ideas about this? I have not played Undertale. It tries to subvert the typical, you know, RPG thing of you run into random encounters and you kill them thing. Hmm. Because mm, says, what if the what if they're just you know what if they're not the bad guys as pacifist roots and all that kind of thing? Likes mm. to play with the fact that it's a video game a lot. Neat. Um, check our every forty k faction explained by Bricky for a good rundown of the universe and its many factions. Also, the channel Baldemort for amazing lore. There you go. If you're listening and those things sound tempting, check them out. I suppose I um. I'm so disconnected from 40k. Yeah, Baldemort, like B-A-L-D-E-M-O-R-T. Oh. I'm guessing the, the creator of the channel might be bold. I am not sure. Uh, oh, I thought you meant bold as in brave. Oh, yeah, Baldemort. Baldemort? <laughs> you Americans not being able to tell the difference between words that sound exactly the same. Fucking idiots. <laughs> Boldemort versus Baldemort. In 40k, the Imperium aren't good guys, but they're just the least awful most of the time. Necrons are literally mindless motorbots. It's the worst X. Yeah, X, X, it's the worst X. I imagine they're, yeah, they're, they're very not friendly. Are it's the Tau worse than the humans? I don't know. 
Yo, do you have answers oh, well. to this? Huh? What was that? Sorry. The, the tower worse than humans. Uh, say potentially. Right, I didn't catch that. You were both talking. Um, so that's right. It, it's all good. I mean, I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Are the are the the, the super chat? Yeah, well, so the the super chat said um, the humans are just the least awful. Um, is that true in the 40k universe? Is there anyone that could compete? With um, the competition would be the Tau, but they are like mind controlled space collectivists, so hmm. they're not great. Either. I didn't even have to mention them. Who else? No one else, really. Maybe the Eldar, but they're horrible. Oh. A bit. Yeah, a bit pretty much you. everyone's awful. <laughs> uh, the orcs in 40k are space fungus that use crowd mentality to change reality to make their technology work. Alright. That's all true. Uh... The orcs in... oh wait, uh, Rags, the Legion was going to be a morally ambiguous faction in New Vegas, but Oblivion unfortunately ran out of time. C content restores a lot. In Oblivion? Uh, yeah, I guess. They, wait, they oh, were going to be sorry, New Oblivion. Vegas, New Vegas. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I could see, because, like, I get what they're trying... This is, this is an issue that I do have with New Vegas, as incredible as the game is. It's pretty clear which one of the sides is the evil one. Uh, I get the intentions and the writing can be really solid in a lot of ways, but I feel like it wasn't fleshed out in the way it needed to be to make the choice a lot more, like, close between the two. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I can believe that. Yeah, I can believe that. Um, this is one of the few times where I think you're automatically assuming bad faith when you shouldn't. I used to follow EC. They seem to be 40k fans, and the books do tend to be more morally complex. It wouldn't matter whether extra credits are fans of 40k, they could still be wrong about it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, this isn't about whether them. or not they're fans of it. I don't trust extra credits. Just at all. And, yeah, and even, like, this is James Mendez Hodes saying these things. He's the writer for this episode. He's the guest writer. So, it's not really extra credits, mm -hmm. except that they, I guess they agree with all this stuff, or they're in strong support of it. In fact, I think that's absolutely certainly the case. And also, um, like, with my little context on extra credits compared to it's pissing off loads of Warhammer 40k fans, I'd be like, hmm. I feel like they may have misrepresented something here and there or, or, or had gaps in knowledge. But then, I mean, that's on top of the fact that I think their argumentation is piss poor anyway, so. Um, but, uh, you, you might... Well, this is the thing. I wonder if um, I wouldn't really care to... Uh, contradict the idea that I have a poor, like a bias against a lot of the people we cover on EFAP to start with, but like only natural bias, right? Like, we're about to start up a Cosmonaut video. I wouldn't be like, oh, we're in for some great arguments. So, but at the same time, I'm going to take them all piece by piece and see what we think, right? It's not like extra credits are in, uh, incapable of making a good video. I just don't think this one was one. Neither was the other two we've covered. I think we've only covered, we've covered three now. You know what? When yeah, you have cover I... three and we're disappointed in you, it starts to create a, a pattern, a history. I find it irritating that, like, not only do they make poor arguments, but their theme tune is like, bob on Battlefield Rock. Like, yeah, we're gamers, yeah! Like, <laughs> it's like soft rock, it's gentle rock, it's
it's not not the not the guy but it's kid rock you know yeah it's like it's yeah, rock no. you could yeah it, it's like it's yeah it's very inoffensive sort of like yeah. it, it's it's uh it's music that would play in a 90s uh toy commercial yeah you remember that old game you played well listen to this we're not like those other toys we're <laughs> cool but mom still yeah. likes us so she'll buy it <laughs> Um, Rags, you're so bad at Pathfinder, I paid $50 to kill your character. So, I'm sure whoever you gave the $50 to is very thankful for that, but you just seem spiteful, and I don't know, maybe you Wait, should that, look into that. Is that a thing you can do? You can just pay and get people knocked out of video, like D&D &D games? Well, I never, my character never died, so I guess you just gave some. I guess you gave Bill 50 bucks. So I'm sure he's very appreciative of that. Hmm. He's he's not stupid enough to be like, oh, someone gave me $50. I'm going to kill one of my characters. Now, he did have a really... He had a cool little thing where if someone gave, like, a super chat or enough money, he would incorporate something that they wanted into the game, which I think can be really nifty because it sort of adds a, a sort of semi-random kind of aspect to it, which I sort of liked. Uh-huh. Um, so, but yeah, if, if yeah, I'm sure he appreciates your fifty dollars, and you did not get what you wanted. You also seem like a really spiteful person. Again, should probably look into that. It seems like a seems like something you needed to really deal with. Mm -hmm. uh, there are two games with very similar themes and use of metafiction as uh, Spec Ops: The Line, and are actually fun games as well. Near Automata and Undertale. In short, Spec Ops has been superannuated. It is referenced constantly to this day. True. Yeah, Spec Ops still stands, and its existence is still valuable. Also, Those I'll be right back. I gotta use the loo. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> it would be nice if we had more content that does delve into more complex ideas or criticism of current trends in different things, but at the same time, there are some things that just don't want to be doing that in the first place. Oh, what? That's wonderful. That's what we call diversity. Yeah. Uh, this is I of M has to be that way or they will die. Oh, Imperium of Man. Oh, okay. Uh, they have to be that way or they will die. That doesn't mean it's not a horrible regime. Actively described as the most brutal regime imaginable, dude. Come on. What, is the, what does that mean, they have to be that way or they die? Is it something like... They gotta be... So, oh, also that's not even true because it's hilariously corrupt and inefficient. Uh, it by it's it has to be that way or they will die. They mean because the Imperium of Man is beset like on all sides by its enemies, hmm. and the argument is okay. that if it wasn't operating like it currently is, it would have fallen already, which isn't true because it's stated to be incredibly inept and corrupt as well. Well then. Yeah, I mean, uh, 40k seems very interesting from all the little tidbits I'm getting from all these different messages. It's just like, hmm. It's very interesting, very unique, and very silly. And also ripped so much from Dune. Like, so much of it came from Dune. Dune copied Simpsons Hit and Run, so. Well, you might be right. I just, want, I just want you to consider that the next time you shit on. Whoa! So the guy I was supposed to kill spawned underneath me, and he shot into a wall and died, and I just shot into the air. 
Um, oh, wow. That's the quickest Look time that. anyone's I've ever completed that, that mission. I've never seen <laughs> the background yeah. quite like that before. You did it. I fucking nailed that mission, guys. Speedrunning. That probably is a speedrun nice. tactic for that mission. Gosh, just top notch. <laughs> I want to play a few Warhammer 40k games, but I don't know where to start. What Warhammer 40 K games should be play for PC or PS4? <laughs> List three of each, also High Mauler. Hello! I don't know how to answer that question. Uh, uh, Space Marines. Is, yeah, Space Marines is a good one. The problem is, <laughs> air games are really bad. <laughs> I'd say most of them. The Dawn of War games, probably. Space Marine and the Dawn of War games are, I think, the best you're gonna get. Yeah, also, look at chat, I suppose. There's probably gonna be a bunch of suggestions in there. Yeah, I know Fox is in there. Chat, you might have some suggestions. I don't know. Oh, Mechanicus. I've heard really good things about Mechanicus. Kodos, look at these space rating The best scene in Simpsons Hit and Run, Kang and Kodos. Doing their bomb. Is there actually a game called Space Marine? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like a placeholder title for Halo. Space Marines are just called Space Marines, so... <laughs> it's not like it's called Interstellar Marine. <laughs> that, would, that would be lame. Uh, none of the D&D editions and settings ever stated that all orcs have to be evil. There was always room for the DM's own interpretation. Yeah, the DM always has control over the rules. The DM's always over above Can the them, rules. If the rules no stated... No book can tell the DM what to do. I was going to say, if, if a book has a particular rule, can the DM just say, like, well, that's not applicable in my run of this particular yeah. game? Yes. Nothing's oh, stopping yeah. <laughs> Nothing can yeah. stop them. They can that's do right. homebrew rules where they come up with uh, rules of their own. Um, they could say, we're going to change this rule or these things don't apply. Yeah, absolutely. DM has a uh, say on all of it. Rules are like guidelines. Yeah, unironically. Twice. Necromorphs weren't the bad guys. Yes, they horrifically murder, mutilate, and kill all of sentient life, but one of them likes cake. <laughs> Important to well, consider. Well, likes cake. I think cake's pretty neat. Um, hello, long dog. Are there any good Western animated series that you would recommend? I need a break from the common anime styles and tropes. Is that directed at Rags, then? Is it me? Yeah, they're asking you what they should watch for Western animated series. Because they're tired Western of anime. Western animated series? Um, they're tired of the animal. Uh, if you're... Uh, I don't know, really. I'm not a big cartoon guy in terms of, to the point of, to be able to recommend things like that. Um, like, there's a lot of cartoons I like. You know, Ed, Ed, and Eddie, Kurtz, the Cowardly Dog, stuff like that. Um, I like, uh, what is it, uh, Phineas and Ferb. I, I, I think that's a fun, clever little show. Uh, yeah, um, a lot of people are saying, like, The Simpsons is a good show. Bob's Burgers. Uh, I didn't watch all of it, but... Venture Bros. Samurai Jack. Once said Bojack. Samurai How dare you? Uh, <laughs> the Clone Wars. <laughs> um, 
Uh, Avatar. Dare I say Rick and Morty without getting slayed. <laughs> but, uh, Owlpuff Girls, not whatever they're doing with it now. Um, yeah, that's probably a song. I think from, from me, I just finished a slight set of missions. We're probably gonna probably gonna wrap up there. I'm gonna grab these and hopefully do another stream with Ragu at some point to to catch up on them. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. I'm down for that. We've been going a long time. There's a lot of fodder in that video to go over and discuss. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. <clears throat> but mm. before any sense of leaving is committed to. Shall we, shall we have, I was, I was gonna say, Theo, you could, but then you still haven't made a video, Theo, what the fuck? I'm working on it. There's <laughs> a lot to talk about, and a lot of uni work to do in the meantime. Any, uh, any updates on a, on a script being tooled away with, or? Uh, I have progressed forward a section. <laughs> there we go, There is some. I'm redrafting as I go, so it is a slow process, you know, it's going. I would say that's the fighting news. And um yeah, the the links in the description to one day get notified that a video has come out by Theo. Someday. Incredible. How very exciting. Nice. Before then don't subscribe. Huh? I if I then go, hey, hey, hey John, what are you up to? What's happening on your channel these days? We we what's happening next? What's to be hype about? What should <laughs> everyone watch? So I am John Graham on YouTube. Uh, I'm famous for a series called RB and the Chief. Uh, I made a video called Master Chief Sucks at Halo that went viral in 2007. And right now I'm working, I'm still doing it. And it's, I'm working on Master Chief Sucks at Fortnite. That's my new video that I'm going to be getting out probably this, uh, within a couple of weeks, I'll have that done. So yeah, check out that. Ooh. If if you're a bad enough dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> if they're feeling risky. Yeah. Um if you want really hardcore shit. <laughs> hardcore gamer <laughs> shit. <laughs> if you're it's a real gamer. Not a question of if you, you want it. Being a gamer. If you can <laughs> deal with it. Um <laughs> All right. Uh Fringy, what are you up to? Uh, I'm working on the end game video. Uh, yeah, that's it's it's. I would say it's coming along, but it feels like it's not just because there's so much work to do. Like it's not even close to being done. Um, I'd like to think about getting something out in the meantime, but I'm not quite sure what that'll be. Tinkering around with a few ideas and the freaking comic. I'm staring at a blank page right now on my drawing display. I didn't get anything done, so you know that's a great way to go into the rest of the day with self-loathing. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's just the end game video uh, and the comic, and been doing some streams. But yes. Otherwise, yeah, consider them the um, bonus EFAP episodes. You know, well, you get guest in a stars. Sense, cause like, yeah, most of you guys end up on there, like most of the time, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, and then myself working away on the boys, really, really getting there, close to being able to give what would be quite a um, much more reassuring update in terms of, instead of just saying I'm working on it because it's enormous, but um, it, it, it be coming. And it was, you know, it was, it was nice to have the two week break 
from 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 EFAB in a sense because we put out uh, the offline one to, to not only deal with Snyder Cut but also to just hit the ground running on the boys one. But um, it's also nice to be back. I have fun tonight. Some good shit. Oh, extra credits is cringe, but that is what brings us together. <laughs> um, cringe. The cringe is the binding force, yeah, of the universe. Welcome to cringe fap. <laughs> <laughs> Every frame a cringe. Oh no, you fack. That sounds that sounds clear. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one will be long and more details as as I get further along in the production. Um, was is there anything you want to you you got you got stuff coming right, Rags? There's a there's a you baited yeah, I do absolutely yeah. Uh, would be faster than uh, normal, but yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, I do have stuff coming, and I think it'd be pretty soon that it'll uh, probably be done. Is this oh, dog bites or rugs? Like, uh, hmm? stuff. Is this is this, is this going to come out on rags or dog bites? Yeah, main channel stuff. Um, taking a... It's hard for me to concentrate and focus on, like, a big singular project. Let's... Uh, just not it's really tough for me to just do that and stick with that kind of project so i've got some stuff that i'm doing instead that's more akin to my old content response sort of things um that are much easier to make and that i sort of enjoy a bit more and um that that's just something that i can really it, it's just more me and it's already going a lot faster and i feel more made, motivated to do it all right um nice. is there anything else anybody wants to say before we Nah, I got nothing. The video was bad. There you go. Yeah, the video was bad, and uh, we'll be back next week with whatever else happens to be. Of course, we're going to be checking out some Snyder Cut videos at some point. Um, especially after how Hooray. hilarious that arc has been. More DCEU EFAP movies to come, more Batwoman to come, and uh, who knows what else. Plenty of fun. And if you want to learn more about game design, go watch extra credits no. uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Man, watching extra credits and Mark Brown back to back, I you're gonna make one of the most incredible games to ever grace this planet. <laughs> yep. Um, good night, good morning, good afternoon, all. It's been very fun. Thank you so much for joining us and for the um, kind messages and donations. And we will catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye, 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 bye everyone. <laughs>